also known as the Weird Science DC Comics Podcast. I'm America's sweetheart, Eric Shea. Get off my plane. <laughs> I am Jim Werner. And this is episode number 79 of Weird Out Loud. 79? 79. Feeling fine. I ain't got time to bleed, Eric. Damn right. You're the disease and I'm the cure. Come make you a sexual tyrannosaurus. This is Sparta. I'll have what she's having. I can't think of any more. You have any more? There's no crying in baseball. There's no place like home. Welcome to Earth. (laughs) Yes, Earth. Ah, hello and welcome to Earth. Earth. And the official, unofficial podcast of WeirdScienceDCComics.com for the week of July 9th, 2016, Eric. Boosh. Uh, I'm tired already. This is good. We can get, let's get this done quick, right? All right. Just speed on through. See you in seven. Speed on We're done. through. Oh, yeah. Proud members of the Comics Podcast Network and Proud. the Weeby Geeks Network and the Batman Proud. Podcast Network. And I also Proud. want to mention, never really mentioned, but we are proud, proud, proud members of the Pottern Family Twitter group, I'd call proud. it. Proud. I don't know what that proud. was, but we're proud. Yeah, I don't know. That sounded like a cat. I just what I thought after like, did I just do? <laughs> you can follow us on Twitter at Weird Science DC. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Weird Science DC Comics. Email us, Eric. Yeah, Weird Science DC Comics at gmail.com. And man, there's a lot tonight. Sure a lot are. tonight. And if you do email us, we will read everything as long as I can find it. I am having a lot of problems finding emails lately. You know why? Because I respond to people before the podcast, I email them back, and it, 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 all of a sudden, shit gets all muddied up. You're always I, looking for a new pen pal. Always. You usually call that stalking. I, I would prefer pen pal. That sounds better. But you can yeah. also follow us at our site, uh, weirdsciencedccomics.com, and also on Podbean at weirdsciencedccomics.podbean.com. You can find us everywhere. 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 First. And Eric, wherever anybody can get the podcast, I first would like to say it'd be nice for you to subscribe to the podcast. That, Do it, That'd Doug. be nice, right? And also, if you can rate and review it, we'd appreciate that. Eric, we got three five-star reviews on get iTunes this week. Three. Shit's happening, Eric. Shit is happening. We got one from uh, T-Swan98. Yeah, I, I know that's you, Taylor. Right. <laughs> Taylor Swan. Uh, I, all these people with their friggin' crazy ass things, like Phantoms 86 era. Retro, that yeah. 2099. He said that we are hilarious and honest. What do you think yeah, of that? I believe and, it. Yeah, the next guy, I, I have, uh, I think it's funny sometimes when you have, um, Names that you can't, like, when you read them, like, he knows exactly what this name means, like, something that could be, like, well, this is Martin Al Guy, but it also looks like it could be, like, almost like anal, I don't, it's Martin Al Guy, uh, he said that by, <laughs> I don't, I'm just saying, like, you have a mental rapist, but it's, the, you know, it's things like that, I don't All know right. what I'm saying. What was that thing that Tobias had in Arrested Development? That he, like anal anal rapist. Oh right, that, the uh, oh, goddamn. That's I what, what I'm saying. That, like sometimes <laughs> you read these names and you're like, whoa, where's this guy going? Therapist but, analyst. Yeah, therapist. Yeah. <laughs> the anal rapist. The anal. Yeah. The, oh my god. But yeah, uh, he gave us a five star review. Said by episode seventy eight, Eric. It finally feels like we know what we're doing. Really? I disagree with him, but uh, yeah, that's what he said. Last week, we have finally gotten in touch with what it takes to do a podcast. So cool. congr- congratulations, <laughs> Eric. I would say then that episode 78 then becomes a milestone. All right, right milestone, bitches. I knew it. The bitches was coming. See, this is why people don't like us, Eric, but you and your language. No, this is not why. There are plenty <laughs> of reasons why people uh, don't like us. There'll be a lot tonight. K Butcher 84 yeah, another five-star said, he avoided us at first, or she. 
Avoid us at first because of the show length, Eric. Yep. But finally gave it a listen and found us funny, informative, and fair. All right. What do you think of that? People do get a little worried about the length, but after they're inside of them, works out just That's fine. Just, it's like the freaking first weekend in prison. Yeah. Eventually, you're either going to go for it or you're going to live or in you're gonna fear. You're going to hang yourself. You're going to live in fear forever or, like you said, hang yourself. That's what happens. But, yeah, if you want to. Brooks was here, right, Jim? Yeah, Brooks. Yeah, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. Watch uh, Shawshank, goddammit. Brooks. Who the hell is Brooks? He's an old man. He couldn't I'm, deal with the outside world. I am. I'm. Uh, Goddammit. I, uh, I was pausing because I had written down a thing, uh, a quote from Shawshank that I was going to yell at you later. <laughs> And now I can't find it. <laughs> Damn it. Oh, stink. It, it, back off. I'm a scientist. No, How's that? sorry. No. That wasn't it? No. Yeah, somewhere I wrote down something because I wanted to fuck with you about Shawshank. Might be in a, it might be in one of the things we talk about. I might have uh, thrown it in there. Well, you <laughs> fucked yourself now. Now I know. You did. But, yeah, I, I'll remind everyone, which I didn't last week, and it showed we got no rent, rent and raves. But if you want to call in the rent and rave line... <laughs> Things about to be buried like Goldie. Uh, you can call six four one and me and you smile and grin ear to ear grin. You'd be proud of me, wouldn't you? If I burn yeah. that, right? Yeah, really. If anybody, we'll get into it with Superman. But if these, where are these people who were mad the last issue when he when John burned Goldie? Because boy, Tomasi said that it gets better. And it, he said there was a big something. payoff for this yeah, issue. I don't think there was a payoff. Do it I. got worse. It got call dark. the rent and rave line. See, you could have called the rent and rave line. What the hell was that Tomasi thinking with that Goldie and their ear to ear grand of those sons of bitches? What Jim is trying to tell you is you can call from anywhere. 641-715-3900 and enter extension 452328. It's as easy as that. And the pound and sign. And by the pound sign, yes. And I do want to apologize to everyone who comes to our site every day. We actually had a day where we didn't have anything on the site, Eric. And that has not happened in such a long time. That was Thursday. We did not have anything on the site. That's crazy. Yeah, we haven't had that in a while. And uh, I'll tell you, my work hours changed a bit, Eric. Yep. You know that. And I am tired as hell. At that, this whole week, I was dead. So, yeah, usually I kick in with some extra things Plus or whatever. The heat. Yeah, and the heat really killed us. But, yeah, uh, the other thing is we have the spotlight that goes up, the weekly spotlight. I'm really, really trying to get that up. Uh, Thursday night from now on. I'm, I'm not going to make a promise. I, I'm the man who breaks promises. Um, Friday by the latest, though. But, well, I want to do it Thursday night only because I, I would like to have people be able to listen to it at work on Friday. Well, I'm you saying, know we I mean? could have done that this week. And Things shit went, went wrong. Right. Yeah, we did. We got together on Thursday, recorded the whole thing, and it didn't record. I wasn't even going to mention that because by now it's happened so many times. We just <laughs> we look like a bunch of dipshits. Well, like, oh, look at these guys. It's uh, like I have a string going very out. We got a, yeah. <laughs> and they're like, what happened? Uh, I didn't turn on the computer. Actually, I was just sitting here talking to myself, thinking you were on. The computer wasn't even on. I'm fucking in a padded room. But, I was yeah. talking to somebody. I don't and know also, I mentioned that as well because the Weird Comics History podcast will start this week. And as we speak, it will be up. I'm going to be putting that up on Sunday morning. So I'd like the weekly spotlight a little time to breathe, Eric. A little time. A little time to breathe. So the Weird Science History starts. That will be going up every Sunday morning. And it will be, you know... You can listen this week. It is about I'll, – I'll give you Reggie's description. Reggie right. sent me – it says, Chris and Reggie talk about comic books during World War II. I don't know if that means that they're going to go in a time machine and they're going to talk God, to you I from so. that. 
long before the Comics Code Authority came into existence, and the detail and the detail the early life of Dr. Frederick Wortham, whose name would someday become synonymous with anti-comics crusading. Sure this is a good topic, Jim. It doesn't good sound topic. like fun to me. That's a good topic. It sounds though. misery, and I'm telling you, I know I joke around. I'm even joking now. I know I joke around a lot. And about, at the end of this description, Reggie said, "Suck it, Jim. People will love it." Yeah. Well, I would just want to say, I know I joke around a lot about getting mad at Chris and Reggie and stuff like that, but I really, really want to tell them that if they fucking don't watch their P's and Q's, they're, they're fucking out. <laughs> I'll pull the plug on this motherfucker. So, what? It's one of those things that you, it's almost like a union where you go to the union, you're like kicking ass on the fucking production line, like, "Whoa, whoa, slow your roll, buddy." You know, if you do that, we're going to expect everybody to work that hard. You go to the bathroom for three hours. I'm telling Reggie and Chris right now, you don't get too good. Out. Out. <laughs> Out and Z, Eric. Out and Z. Yeah. Out and Z. Uh, it's time for the news, Eric. It's time <laughs> for the news. <laughs> you didn't think it's of getting anything. You're just going to sing. News. news, news, news. I thought about making something. I had that thing last week I did, and I immediately news. deleted it right afterwards. Yeah. Uh, I like your golden tones. That you, I like. I did. like you. I like hearing you sing live. So I know that that recording last week was not done with auto tune. <laughs> <laughs> all right, here's the news, Eric. The first bit of news is all for you. So everybody, you can leave. Uh, this is for He-Man and Thundercats crossover coming to DC Comics. All right. It's an epic crossover event 30 years in the making, Eric. He-Man and the Masters of the Universe team up with the Thundercats to make comic book and pop culture history. But Jim, how are they going to do that? He-Man's on Eternia and, and the Thundercats are on Third Earth. Oh, I'm going to tell you. I, I'm already, this is from the official uh, press release. I don't know that this is going to make pop culture history. No, no, I don't think it will. I don't even think it will make comic book history. It's pretty cool. I think they're, you know, jumping to conclusions Like in here. five years, you think people are going to be talking okay. about He-Man and Masters of the Universe meets the DCU? Yes. Schedule, oh, yeah? Scheduled to debut in October and published by DC Entertainment, this monthly miniseries will embroil heroes and villains, masters, mutants, and thundercats in a mind-blowing oh. six-part comic book saga. Remember, you actually told asked me if it was going to be, you know, an ongoing or six. Yeah, it's, many. It's six-issue many. Um I have a weird thing why I do not like the Thundercats. Uh, in my during my high school days, they became kind of a um, unofficial mascot of the football team. Did they? And it was yeah for our team like God, that, that year. Was you know, like over by the time but I you know no no you know what? It, 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 when you're in a sport, a lot of times like one year. Like something on the t- something catches your fancy and the team kind of goes with it. This happens all the time in sports, even in pro sports, that they'll latch on to something. Even um, what's it called? Back to the Future with the Cubs. They even grab that oh, because the Cubbies, they, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Some, something like that. In my senior year, everybody on the team. Oh, the Thundercats. I'm like, which, what are you? What are you nonsense? Because when you graduated, the Thundercats are pretty much over. Yeah. Oh, I know. It was just that it became this thing, and there was fucking hoeing and highing and whatever at the oh, beginning that of games. Annoying as yeah, shit. it was. I didn't do it. Fucking kept quieter. The story will be brought to life by the writing Jim's team. Jim's a fucking barrel left yeah, the pep rally. Yeah, really. The story will be brought to life by the writing team of Mattel, head writer, and Masters of the Universe lead creative, uh, Rob David. And that's Rob the David, guy. what did the storytelling for uh, the Masters of the Universe Mas- series that yep. Dan Abnett then scripted. Yeah, and especially they really spell out that attorney award. That's where yes. they really spell out that I think that maybe he had a little more to do. We even said this before. When you, we were talking about writing and, and uh, Dan Abnett with this, and we said it was weird because we would do the re- – or you would do the reviews, 
and we would tweet him out, whatever. And it didn't really seem like Dan Abnett was that concerned no. with the He-Man stuff, but Rob David was. And we thought that probably he was more involved. Dan Abnett was there as almost, you know, kind of showing them the ropes, which is a great thing. If that's what it, the that's case amazing, is, yeah. then Dan Abnett's a really good guy. And I, we talked about it this week and said, uh, Dan Abnett to me is, he's a pretty good guy to get to do that. And because he does so many different genres of books, at one point we thought that he was like the go-to guy for any crazy stuff. Yeah, hey, Dan Abnett, get him on this one. But he, well, he also, was doing, I'm telling you, at the time he was doing He-Man, he was doing that digital, what was that, Crisis on Infinite yeah, Earths? Crisis the on video Infinite game. Earths, yep, which and, I was uh, not a huge fan of. Exactly, but, it was a weird story, but, but here's after the, this, it seems he graduated Yeah, and it does fucking yes, all these and now he's moved on. Now. And also, like, his stories, even if, like, say, tonight we talk about Aquaman, we don't like it as much, it's never really like oh my god his dialogue's terrible all oh, this it, it's always good it's just Very you know stories and whatever so i think that's a good thing but yeah now rob david gets to uh jump to the front and also he'll be doing it with supervising producer lord Go- uh, lloyd goldfein lord goldfein would have been better right yeah and uh i don't know that that actually seems to me that's pretty cool that is getting two cool. guys that are really involved in these properties, at least He-Man. I that actually we know don't think of. that Rob David got enough credit on the uh, He-Man series no. because even when I started reviewing it, I got called out by another fan because I was not putting Rob David yeah, in it. Yeah, yeah, I think team actually you say he that. Was, he was at the bottom of the credits page, yeah. which I never look at. And you know what? Actually, you say that, that remind, that's when we started realizing. That's yeah. when we're like, holy crap, that makes sense. Me and you talked about it, and we thought that it was one of those things because he was the Masters of the Universe lead creative guy. Um, we thought that he was there for, you know, you call him up at 2 a.m. Hey, if I had He-Man nailing fucking Manny Faces, what would Manny Faces say? And Get then, the fuck you know, out of me, He-Man. <laughs> he, he turned the alien face. It's a monster but, face, Jim. Monster, monster face. Whatever. Remember that one the podcast we just kept yelling about all the He-Man characters? <laughs> <laughs> we were tired that Look, night. I got my He-Man action figures. Yeah, but I, I, think, that, I think that's pretty cool. And... Even, cool. even cooler to me is that it's also with all-star artist Freddie E. Williams the second, another guy who doesn't like Junior, um, but he did the Batman Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles series, which I love, that miniseries yeah, I love. Cool. And really, I think that the Batman Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles series uh, had a very nice effect where I think after that, it was a hit. Mm-hmm. I think that they were like, holy shit, you know, what other things can we do? And this is this is like a perfect match. Match made in heaven, Eric. I don't know. I, I like his art enough, but I really No, I'm not saying him on art. I'm just saying just totally the uh the creative was, in general? general. No, the Thundercats he man. Oh, but right. no, I love Freddie Williams. Uh did you like that did you see the uh one shot that they the promo, released? Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was I thought that was awesome. I looked at I I do enjoy it. I just wish Pop Man was on the book because I really became accustomed to his style with the He Man series. Yeah, but maybe the Thundercats, you know, that's that's more Freddie. I want to see what how he's gonna draw a Thundercat is what well, I'm talking about. I usually would have stopped the story here, but they all have little quotes, these guys, and I did like them, so I put them in. For everyone uh-huh. out there who took different action figures and teamed them up. To take on the world. This one's nope, for sorry, you. No, it's out of continuity. Couldn't said do it. co-writer Rob Davis. Yeah, you wouldn't. But no, that, <laughs> it, that's a cool quote because that's what it seems like. My teenage turtles stay in their world. My He-Man yes. stay in their world. And my Ghostbusters stay in their world. Yes. Who you recently, can't combine them. Here's a Rob David who recently wrote the storyline for the critically acclaimed He-Man, the Eternity War. It's funny. Critically acclaimed actually includes your reviews, Eric. What do you think of that? that oh, you ever nice. think of it like that? Never. Never. You wouldn't. But it does. At some points, it might be only yours. <laughs> 
and then Brandon finishing up for you because you yes. never did finish it, you son of a bitch. Published by DC Entertainment. I never got the last issue. I, I think that uh, one of the problems I have a lot of issues finishing up things. I, it took me forever to finish up that Green Lantern uh, Star Trek. Yeah, I, I, like a month between, maybe a month and a half. And it's oh no, I, I lie. I do have that last issue. It's that uh, it was so weird and disconjoined from where we left off in the previous issue. It was like it was just an no. epilogue issue, and it was so weird to look at and uh-huh. read. Well, here's a description of the series. In his eternal desire to destroy the mighty Thundercats, the evil Mumra. Is that how you say it? Mumra? Yep. Mumra? Is that like Mummers? Mumra. Quest for a weapon that can rival the legendary Sword of Omens, He-Man's Sword of Power. That sounds pretty cool. But his dimension-spanning scheme launches a cataclysmic crisis that will, for the first time ever, unite Lion-O, Chitara, Tigra, Panthro, Wily Cat, Wily Cat. And Wiley, it says Wiley, Wiley Cat. Kit, Wiley Cat. Okay, I see. I was going to say, I thought it said it twice. Wiley no, there's Kit two, there's and twins. Wiley Cat. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> With He-Man, Battle Cat, Teela, Man-at-Arms, and the rest of the Masters of the Universe. Uh, Freddie Williams goes on. The power of Grayskull and the Great Eye of Thunder have aligned to make me the luckiest guy on all the Earths, explained artist Freddie Williams. Second, oh, you're a nerd, Freddie. He-Man and Thundercats were my life when I was in grade school. Family and friends knew I loved both cartoons so much. I used to pause episodes and draw from them since they were so awesome. The He-Man Thundercats crossover was the fulfillment of a lifelong goal and my fanboy dream come true. I am having a blast. And I think that might be what uh, this is all about when this was – I don't know how it goes, like – uh, DC Entertainment, they throw it out there like, hey, we're thinking of this, you know, make your pitch, whatever. But yeah. he certainly seems to be in. And they're like, hey, Pop, what about that? He's like, I, I was chasing women back then. I, I was chasing the gals. I was not involved <laughs> with the fucking Thundercats. And that'd be funny. He's like, actually, my t- my football team in high school, they used that. <laughs> and it annoyed me. Me and this one guy, Jim, didn't like it. I'm like, boy, I, I went to school with Pop Man. I didn't even know. Pop's all like, we didn't have that shit in Thailand. Right. He's um, soccer. Soccer, Eric. He-Man, I don't know what. The, He-Man Thundercats number one debuts October 5th, 2016. I said in my uh, little news story on the on the site about this that I was expecting a fight to the death between you and Brandon. But I know you'll just, you'll, you'll freaking. It's no fight to the death. You'll flash the veteran card. Damn right. Seniority in, in play. Screw you, Brandon. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, the next bit of news. But yeah, Brandon's you know, I'm all gonna fired do that. up. To prove my point, I'm going to dress as Lionel for Halloween. Oh, yeah? And it's going to be me licking my nipples. Because I'm a kitty cat, Jim. You're a kitty cat. I can lick whatever I want. Wow. Uh, the weird thing about this whole <laughs> thing, we got this news, and I said it to you, thinking that you, I thought your head would explode. Eh, you, you didn't really seem no, to care. I'm telling you. And I then I just... messaged Brandon, and he didn't either. I, I was a huge Thundercats fan and a He-Man fan, and but the thing is, the nostalgia only goes so far. Because you watch the old cartoons of either now, they're garbage. I, but yeah. I loved it growing up. I still love the action figures. Yeah. So you'll pretend, but yeah, it's, I, I'm just waiting for you to be like, this continuity doesn't make sense. Oh, no, no, as soon as that happens, I'm like, fuck but you it's guys. not supposed to. No, no. No, actually, the way they described it in this well, promo yeah, it can. makes perfect sense. Well, to me. that's all you have to do. You yeah. fucking time travel or or freaking Magic. dimension travel. There you yeah. go. The same magic. I'm the good. The next one. John Barrowman hired as regular on all the CW DCU shows, including Supergirl. That's crazy to me. be weird seeing him on Supergirl. 
be weird right. seeing him on all the goddamn shows as Me a regular. Me talking about any of these shows is like you saying that you like Chris and Reggie's fucking segments. Because I right. don't watch any of them. But yeah, I, just thinking of him on that would be on. But Arrow veteran John Berriman, who has played Malcolm Merlin through several seasons of the show, has reportedly been promoted the series regular, not just on the Star City-centric show, but on all the other DC shows on CW, according to TV Line. TV Line. Berriman's new contract will also reportedly allow him to cross into other CW shows. Uh, is Felicity still on? Could he be on that? Was that a sure. CW show? Or no, was they that canceled a WB? that after she cut her hair and everybody got pissed yeah, off. That's true. I remember one episode. This guy. Oh, I think it was a WB got, back then. It might have been. Her boyfriend got hit by a fucking bus. That's I never cra- watched it. Craziest motherfucking thing I've ever seen in my life. Including Flash. We were watching D- Final Destination. Yes, including Flash, DC's Legends of Tomorrow. Is like the Family Feud on the CW? Then yes. pop up on the CW? Maybe yeah, he'll be on that. We're then. normally on. Okay. Is it? No, well, maybe yeah. he'll be on that. All the Instead CW Steve shows. Harvey? Right? Yeah, no, Steve Harvey Merlin? will be there. Steve Harvey will be shucking and jiving like he always does, like he's fucking a Southern Baptist Now we've got minister. the Merlin family. Ooh, yeah, he's doing twists and turns. They're, they're just doing X's at the other people, but they actually have swords. <laughs> I hate that. I, I actually think I saw like one of the first times they did those X's, and it drove me nuts then. I haven't watched that show in a while. At one point, <laughs> we were really into it, our family. Uh, Daddy, I went to the bar last Sunday because we didn't work on Monday. Yeah. I just sat there for an hour and a half and watching watch a that. marathon of the Family Feud on the Game oh, Show Network. That's all I did because nobody was fucking out on Sunday. Uh, we talked about it this week. The, the Family Feud does get on my nerves. I hate the Wheel of Fortune's the worst to me. Oh, yeah, I definitely. hate it. Family Feud is like a basketball game nowadays. You don't have to watch until the last two minutes because the, you only you win at the end. The final round is all that matters. Yeah, that's all that matters. DC's Legends of Tomorrow and even Supergirl. <laughs> I don't even know where we are. Similar to Wentworth Miller's recent deal to play Captain Cold as a floating character. Captain Cold doesn't fly. How can he hey, be Jim, floating? Jim, here? Jim, Jim. Spoilers. Captain yeah. Cold died. Oh, my God. You're not supposed to tell people that. Yeah, I told everybody on my shows. Shut up, my shows are on. Oh, you did on your shut up, your shows are on? Yeah. yeah. That thing. That three, was a thing, right? Three people fucking heard that. At <laughs> the time, and one was me. One was me editing it, <laughs> shaking my head. I'm like, why does he have fucking war, you know, shooting and shit going on behind him? Like, he's got a flashback. Remember that one? That was my PTSD. <laughs> well, no, that's when I was in the future during a fucking uh, war going on between man and machines or something. Oh, nonsense. were you? That's I don't not, even know what I was that's doing. That's not my continuity. I, I took some mushrooms or something that day. No ticket. <laughs> At the time, overall producer Greg Berlanti said this unique strategy is done in part to emulate the interconnected nature of comic books. What it really emulates to us is the comic books themselves, where there really are a cast of characters, Berlanti said of Miller's new contract. That was, this is the post thing, or the, the pre-Miller, I don't know why this is even in here. In success, we hope to continue with other characters finding their way across all of the shows. That excite you? Love John Barrowman. I, I, you're going to say it right now. Go. You say it every time. I love John Barrowman, but no, I'm not. I'm not going to do what you want me to do. I'm yeah. a dancing monkey. You, no, yeah, uh, you know, you, I, I, you say the John, craziest shit. John Barrowman, I love him as an actor. I don't think Malcolm Merlin's that interesting of a character, especially anymore. And him being across all the shows, I'm like, he doesn't do anything for me. Do you think I'd piss everybody off to tell them that I think that he overacts a lot of times? Isn't is that some? No, you say whatever you want, man. Okay. You're welcome to your opinion. I'm not going to say anything. All right, good. Season one of Supergirl coming to the CW, Eric. Season one? Season one. How does that mean? It says, if you are looking forward to watching Supergirl season two on the CW, but haven't yet watched season one like myself. Oh, okay. Or need a little refresher. I thought they were renumbering. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Have no fear. 
This is maybe for that's you a, as well. That's a comic book move right there. Yeah, according to Deadline, two episodes, yeah, really, from Supergirl's first season will air on the CW. So every Monday, beginning August 1st, they'll air two Supergirl episodes. So basically, CW has nothing to, to put on exactly. Monday. Exactly. And uh, I watched a bunch of the episodes, especially that Flash one, which I actually love, but for yeah. the most part, they didn't do anything for me. Okay. Hopefully, now that it's on CW and we have this crossover material, hopefully it'll, it'll be better. Uh, but that's leading up to the October 10th premiere of season two. I swear every year they push these goddamn premieres back further and further. Yeah, you think Remember they... back was like early September when shit yeah, used to well, come out? Yeah, well, uh, it, it's weird because when you say that, I remember seeing like those crazy shows that I always loved that like the, hey, this is what ABC is going to show you this fall. Yeah, exactly. And the it would almost shows. be in my mind it would really coincide with going back to school. Exactly. Like you'd be back to school a week and all, you know, in my day, like fucking Leave it to Beaver would be on, you know, Red Skeleton. <laughs> I don't even know what Red Skeleton uh, is. Uh, uh, Sid Caesar show of shows. You got it all, Eric. All the <laughs> hits that the kids were talking at the malt shop about. But yeah, it always seemed to go with school starting. Now that school's back and you have to study, you have no time because TV's back as well. And that's more important than having an education. That is true. But Eric, that is the news. Then that's the way the news goes. Nah, oh, you know what? I will say, as a non-DC news, they announced nice. that Rick and Morty's back. It's going to be back at the end of this month. And the craziest part is, Jess asked me last night when it's going to be back. I'm like, Jess, it's going to be like a year and a half because we watched the final too, episode because, last night. Yeah, usually you would have it like, oh, you know what? It's going to premiere in December. It, it premieres in a couple weeks. Now, yeah. I've seen a couple different times or days it seems like July 26th. It's the end of July. It's the end of July. But yeah, everything's kind of up in the air. They even have like synopsis on some but yes, of the The last the episode things. aired in October. There's no way it's coming back anytime yeah. soon. Nope. Now they, I'm an it's asshole. It's a sneak attack. <laughs> uh, we said we were talking about Rick and Morty this week, which all we week. do all the time. And we said that they were really missing out because the iron to me is hot as hell exactly, right now. Especially it's now it's on really Hulu. hot. And yeah, now it makes sense why it was why they threw that second season up on Hulu and so everybody, that is a full out weird science endorsement for whatever that is, as that Rick and Morty is probably our favorite show right now, right? Probably. Yeah, I think it is. But here's I the watch it more out. than anything else, it seems like. Yeah, I, I love it. And there's only how many episodes? I don't know. Like, 26, maybe? Something like 23. That. I've seen, we put it on season one and just go through the whole thing. Yeah. It's so good. Uh, listener mail, Eric. If you want All to right. get involved with listener mail, you yourself, Eric Shea, right. you have to email us at weirdsciencedccomics at gmail.com and when you do that you will definitely get on there is no sort of list there's no way to get on that guy uh message me on twitter and i don't think he ended up mailing that's funny uh, message and said like how do i get on the mailbag and mail i thought he, I, I thought he was talking about some crazy periscope move that makes I sense really to did. Me. and i was like i don't know you get a webcam you set uh -huh. that up you get like a gimp you go to chatter you get a gimp outfit and then you go <laughs> and then you just go for it buddy yeah. but now i said the email i gave him the email and i said and he said is there any like way to to ensure i get on and i i was going to put like yeah Send you, an email. you write it and i said no just you know praise me make fun of air boom you're in but yeah i don't know maybe one of these was him and he'll have to tell us because uh, i actually looked and nothing seems to jive between names and what that was. So we'll have to see. And if he didn't get the mail, and maybe he was a little uh, intimidated. It's like me, Eric. I'm always intimidated. So am I. First it mail, sucks. Craig. I'm a big dude, too. I shouldn't be, but I yeah, am. Man. I'm scared all over. Yeah, you're all I'm scared. scared. That's your secret. I'm always. I'm scared, pony boy. <laughs> Stay golden. First mail is Craig. Craig says. What's up, Craig? Jim. Oh. Doesn't say anything to you, Eric. 
Fair June. enough. I've held my tongue for weeks, but I distinctly remember Professor DC asked for suggestions on who to feature on his segment, and I distinctly remember nope. sending in <laughs> a, a recommendation, and I distinctly remember sweet fuck all happening. And now his chimp sidekick is asking for suggestions on which book they should talk about on their new segment. He's, he's yelling at Chris and Reggie. Yep. <laughs> That's why he's first. A real slap in the <laughs> face. I suggest Chris reads on. And it's funny, too. Is he saying that Chris is the chimp? <laughs> then he said it. His chimp like sidekick. This way too much. You would think that Chris is the sidekick, right? Cause, just because um, Reggie is always on the, the podcast. Just because I know Reggie better. He called him a chimp, Eric. A chimp! <laughs> ah, a real slap in the face. I suggest Chris reads Uncle Tom's Cabin and Reggie reads The Basics of Common Decorum. <laughs> Seriously, Jim, they are one step away from talking about Kirby's work at DC, and as everyone knows, when a podcast does that, the shark is well and truly jumped, and it just descends into a carnival of douchebaggery. <laughs> you need to crack down on this shit. Pass on my regards to Mr. Eric Shea. All right. Yours, Craig. Craig, I, I'm trying. I try to guide people. I am a guider, and the people just don't listen. They don't listen to me. And You're then guiding they, us. Don't listen to their shit. Listen to ours. Praise me. I'm Jim. That's right. I'm like Rao. I want all praise. Incomplete? Yes, incomplete and somehow defeated. Canceled? Defeated uh, in the background. Next one's J-Man. Greetings and salutations, Jim and Eric. After hearing okay, last man. week's podcast, I thought about Jim's comment regarding digital versus print comics after reading my email. I just can't go digital at this point, and there are a couple of reasons for that. As most diehard comic enthusiasts say, there's something special about having the physical copy. Oh, I agree. Yeah. You but get, it's you also really a matter of room and yes. buying long Time boxes and, and bags and boards and having one-room apartment and people bitching, oh, my God, you have no goddamn room because yes. of all these goddamn long boxes, you piece of shit. You, Mom, ah! why do you come over yelling at me? I'd like to delude myself into thinking my several thousand comic books collection, or comic book collection, will be worth enough to get my son through college in 17 <laughs> years. But out of that several thousand, probably 10 of them will greatly increase in value. Captain America number 25. He's like spelling it out. We're all going to go find Jamin's house and rob him now. All Captain right. America number 25. Snyder's Batman number one. I think that probably so many people bought that, though. That's going to be problems. Uh, I have the black cover Spider-Man issue right after 9-11, etc. The other reason to not go digital is because the electronic reading format's available right now. Desktop computers won't work because I like to read my comics on the go. And I'm not lugging my desktop into the bathroom when I read my occasional comics. That's weird because pod. in my mind, reading them on the go, you have a higher chance of damaging them. I, uh, I, and if um, you want to collect them, you want to keep them pristine in I my know mind. that people, you know, I'm the, oh, you should buy this and that. But a tablet is Perfect. awesome. It's awesome. And you could read it in the dark. You can read it when you're camping out back. On when bus, I say that, it's when, when your wife kicks you out of the house and you're forced to sleep in that goddamn tent out back there. It happens. Laptops have the wrong screen orientation for comic reading. The long side should be vertical and the short side of the screen should be horizontal. I'm just saying. And I'm stuck maximizing, minimizing, and scrolling around the comic page just to get the whole picture. So the answer is tablets, right? I already said right. Unfortunately, the iPads and equivalent tablets have the wrong screen format ratio to uh, properly display a page, and screens are not big enough to give you a one-to-one -one display of the print comic book. I disagree. I know that when you have the you know the full page spread, you have to tilt the, the oh, thing. Oh, and, and freaking magnification for people who can't read. Well, I you mean, can't, can't read. Like, Maybe yeah, yeah. J-Man has the problem with you. Dead eye. A couple of tablets like the Galaxy Pro S have large iPad? enough screen to display the full-size comic page, but they're too damn expensive. I don't know what I have. I have it right here. I have a Samsung 
something or other. And it works fine for me. In the end, I want a clamshell tablet with a screen the size of a print comic book open for a two-page spread. I'm not just a fancy man. I'm a picky man, and nothing out there meets my standards. He continues. I, I just, I'm telling you, really, it's like, it's like we said earlier in prison. That first weekend, it's going to be tough. You might have to do a couple things you've never done before. You get used to never it. Never thought you would do either. Yeah, and you get used to it. The comic, I'm telling you, get used to it. And then you, suck dick for and then, and then you're like, <laughs> and then you're like me, and you end up trying to read the print, and you can't because you can't see, and it's dark. That's what I had my problems with, and I thought that my kids broke my uh, tablet this week. I was gonna fucking kill them. I was so angry. It seems like I resurrected it. That's weird. Like Rao. I read Justice League and did not think it was as bad as you said it was in your review. You're wrong. Get the fuck Don't out get of me here. wrong. The art was lackluster. Fucking Hitch, stop doing the art in your own comic book. And the story went nowhere fast. Fucking Hitch, stop doing the writing on your own comic book. Now, you say it's not you as bad. You say it's not as bad, but now you don't like the story or the art. But since this is a rebirth one shot, you have to give it a little bit of a pass. No, no, no. You know why I don't? It's because it's Justice League. And I've seen some other rebirths. If this came out, for, I still would hate it. If this would have come out last year, I would have fucking hated it. As with other Rebirth one-shots, the intent was only to set up the tone of the series going forward. I think this comic did that pretty well. I guess it helped to hear a part of Hitch's plan going forward in an interview he did for DC Comics All Access on the DC site. Hitch said he planned on doing a new main villains starting with the Timeless, a species. They don't believe metahuman vigilantes should exist. So, so everything he did in that rebirth was fucking forced then. Because yeah. that's right. Why would Superman then question all that? Everything it, he's doing right now is plans he had for the JLA title. Yeah, that, we'll talk about it. Yeah. We're convinced this was the second arc of JLA. As a new series comes out with Rebirth One Shot, it's hard not to be critical about its content or lack of content, especially when other Rebirth series have been moving along for one to two months with three to seven issues under their belts. Three to seven? All right, number two. I also read Batman and thought it was a little better than what your review would suggest. <laughs> Overall, I'm loving the dialogue. Here's the thing. J-Man is definitely in the crowd of who I was afraid of this week because we got these books. I started reading them, and I said to you right away, I, I think people are going to hate me this week. Oh, yeah. Um, this is Batman 44 for me because I hated uh, J uh, Justice League. I almost called it JLA. And we'll why get not? to why. Honestly, and, at this and really, point. you want to talk when we talk about it? I will tell you all about that five out of ten. <laughs> if, if we did, if we didn't have that crazy little score, boy, you really would have been mad. Tom King writes a good Batman, Gordon, and Alfred. I disagree with the last. I also like that King gets right into the action, and I agree he's in the action, but it seemed like a lot of fluff. Since when did they put a Statue of Liberty replica with a shield in Gotham? That's I saw it, it yeah. in uh, Batman Forever. Yeah, and you hated it. Yeah, well, yeah. As much I've as Gotham Girl gets thrown around as short as a skirt is, are we ever going to get a panty shot? A panty shot. I want to know. I want to know that she speaks more than three words in an issue. Honestly, I love legs, but her fucking miniskirt bothered the hell. I was almost like, yeah, what I, the hell. I was almost getting to the point where I thought that she might not even be real. Seriously, like she was just like there as like I don't even know what a construct or some crazy like hard light hologram or like maybe they were both clones and she was a little underbaked didn't get the, the fucking vocals going but she does talk for a second yeah. in this but not much I'm kind of talking though she's a woman who barely talks and has to wear a mini skirt I fucking, yeah, there's really. some weird things going on again in this maybe issue. that is maybe they are like and they are kind of like a silver age they are type very thing, so oh, maybe, golden age in my yeah, mind golden age. Not, like, maybe, yeah, maybe that is a big thing maybe they came from the past there maybe I'm Kind of torn with Batman's Especially one with throw. the symbol on their chest, that old-timey, yeah. like, English oh, type yeah, of yeah. 
Yeah, we're getting on to something. Yeah. I'm kind of torn with Batman's one throw takedown of Solomon Grundy. I'm not because they had to end that fucking scene and there was only one it reason. It was long for enough scene. as it was. One part of me thinks that was it. just Batman being a boss. Yeah, the logical side of me thinks he could have believably no, pulled his throw off. Batman being a boss. Yeah, instead of one hand lifting and slamming Grundy to the ground, Bats would stay low to the ground and flip him over his shoulder closer to his body. Okay, it's a minor nitpick. I, I really do think that that scene, like I say to everything, oh, we got to look more into it or whatever. No, that was just to show that Batman's still a badass without being superpowered, and that Gotham and Gotham Girl weren't ready for the big time. That and a little bit of fan service throwing Solomon Grundy yeah. in there, which I appreciate because I yeah. love me some fan Actually, service to Solomon Grundy. I didn't like it as much because it was almost like he that is an insult to Solomon Grundy that they throw him in for just this fucking one point. But then, what was Batman trying to do with his foot on Grundy's neck? <laughs> suffocate him see they were treating him like a bitch yeah. no that wouldn't hurt and grundy would have just passed out or died give grundy a whiff of how stinky his feet are if they were like mine boy that'd be trouble oh god yeah i love how snarky alfred is back in the back cave i hated it i really did at that point again we always do this but bruce really seems to be at like a conflicted time like this is a crossroads in his life at this exact moment and alfred's there to fucking be an asshole that's the thing, too. It really does feel like a throwback, kind of, almost to like the way that Alfred was acted in the animated series of Batman. Yeah. But for where we are in the series for this, where the uh, Alfred's gone through and he's uh, created this We Are Robin movement. Yeah, yeah. Batman has died. He really seems at this point that he doesn't give a shit about anything. No, and, and it's like – and I said I think that when he got his hand cut off, uh, by the Joker, he wanted to die, he wanted to and he head. didn't, and now he's he's just given up. I just Batman, Bruce is there, and he's like, you know what, I'm gonna die, and then Dick's gonna die. I, this is all, it's it's killing me. I don't know what to do. Yeah, you know what? Oh, fancy me. Alfred, just, Alfred I'm crying out for help. Hello, Please help you me. Know what? You got there's, people upstairs, There's people asshole. upstairs, and oh, <laughs> oh my goodness, Gotham's in trouble again. Stop the presses. And I fucking hated it. Now I'm, I'm fucking. I said Batman was a six, but until we get to that book, it's now a four. I still enjoyed that. I also love how Bruce makes no real time to be Bruce, and Gordon does the same thing in the next couple of pages. On the rooftop, I love how, matter of fact, the suspicious Gordon is a Gotham. A Gotham girl will never outright saying it. It's pretty forced. Gordon just cleans his pipe. Pipe. And stands there smoking like a badass. Here's the thing. Smoking like a badass, I, I, I venture to say there has never been anybody who smokes a pipe like a goddamn. Sherlock Holmes doesn't Not smoke 1920s. a pipe. There's no badass pipe smoker. Friggin' um, oh, Sherlock God, Holmes? Who no. else is there? Uh, t fucking Teddy Roosevelt. No, t yeah. It's not like a badass. Oh, he smoked like a badass. No. You have to fucking pack that. There's too much preparation to be There's a badass. There's a lot of friends. That's what I'm saying. You, that's not a badass. You go out with your cigarette. You pull it out. You fucking from your – even if you have it on your I, ear. I, no, dude. You, you I have the one leg up. It, you, when you're going I out – I got the pack wrapped around my T-shirt sleeve. Exactly. You have it pulled up. <laughs> you go out there. I start packing my pipe. You are done. Punch me in the face before I even get to smoke the thing. Well, and I am a badass. Smoking like a badass. Gordon barely smokes it. He fucking packs it. He gets it ready, and then he's fucking and hitting he his shoe. Jay, man, what are you doing to me? Do you think Gordon breaking the fourth wall is sad that Capullo is no longer drawing him? I actually like the way that uh, Hitch draws Gordon. So do I. Very old though, because Hitch. in Super Heavy you look like a youngin. There you go. I didn't Hitch. read this out of time. Yeah, Hitch. Oh, Hitch. Who did I say? You said Hitch. Oh yeah, yeah. Isn't that is it Hitch? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm thinking, when doing? I hear Hitch, I'm or no, thinking of... No, Finch, I mean. Finch, I'm, what okay. am I saying, Hitch? 
I, I got a hitch on the mind. Now with Finch drawing, I'm Gordon has returned to looking scruffy and old. I actually like that. So I don't I. know it's how classic I, Gordon. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about the issue as a setup for the Monster Man arc. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Because it's like 20 issues away? Because honestly, I'm not that enthused to see Steve Orlando take over the reins of Batman. It, it, it's issue 22 this all sets up. A fucking long burn detective and Nightwing for two issues on each. Serious. it's funny too where you are setting up – this Batman is setting up the crossover – and a book hasn't even come out in that crossover yet. Yeah. Nonsense. That's all for now. Keep up the good work, and I'll see you in seven. J-Man from Monterey. Thank you, J-Man. All right. Next up is Pistol. What's up, Pistol? Pistol. Hey, Jim, Eric, Reggie, and the Get Fresh crew. I just wanted to tag up on a few things. That's that's a Scottish term, Eric. Oh, all right. Hey, I'll tag you up. Uh, sounds like, Don't touch me. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. You guys have been talking about over the past couple of podcasts. Yeah, he hasn't mailed us in a while. I'm going to take Jim's comment about me being in 1D, One Direction, <laughs> as a compliment. Because as much as I hate One Direction, that Harry Styles is a good-looking guy. That's what I meant. I'm telling you. I see these pictures of Pistol on Facebook. Guy's got a, eight women under each arm. He's got a harem. He's got and fucking going around like he's nobody's business. Next, I think it was Brandon who mentioned in his mail about his books taking a long time to be delivered. I already spoke to Jim about it privately, and he did. He, he was so mad about his books. They get there so late. But I feel Brandon's pain. I order a lot of books online from Forbidden Planet, and I don't get most of them till after the following week's books are out. And I like to have read most of the books. This is why he's always like a week behind the podcast now because he doesn't get his books right away. And I like to have read most of the books by the time the podcast comes out because I enjoy it more when I can relate to what you guys yeah. are talking about. It's funny. That's he, what we're here he for. He doesn't go into it. Boy, he gets so angry. that The language that this boy yells at me about this <laughs> forbidden planet. My ears burn. I am really enjoying Rebirth so far, and I've been reading some titles I've never read before because of it. Those are Action Comics, Superman, Green Lanterns, Aquaman, Green Arrow, Wonder Woman, and The Flash. So basically every one of Everyone. them. Everyone. You read <laughs> I, Batman. No, I think, I, think I, I don't even remember really Pistol spelling out what he read. I think he reads a lot of like side things. Like he, You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I love the side books. Yeah, myself. so do I. Having never read any of these, and, and these are all – everything so far now has been big books. So I think he sticks to the, the, the fringes. Having never read any of them before, I appreciated the rehash catch-up and all of them. So there. Well, we wondered if people did. Yeah. I really like Green Lanterns with my introduction to Simon Baz and the Red Lanterns. And being a fresh reader, I don't think I had as many problems with it as you did. I agreed mostly with what you said about the first issue of Flash after what I thought was a good rebirth issue, but it didn't get me down as much. And then on the other hand, I had absolutely no idea what the fuck was going on in Wonder Woman and really didn't like <laughs> either issues. I added the fuck there. I hear and just that. to spice it up with, you know, that's his usual talk. But I'll give it a few more to impress me. For the most part, I am enjoying a lot of what rebirth has to offer. Keep up the good work, guys. Love, Grayson, a.k.a. Pistol, a.k.a. Blackbird, Obsidian, McKnight. He's I did changing see something on Twitter. He, he did change his name, didn't he? Yeah, that's, that's what he crazy says. to me. And it's weird too. Somewhere on, oh, <laughs> I knew it was coming. P.S. I legally changed my surname to Grayson. <laughs> what do your parents think about that? P.P.S. I should do that. P.P.S. I want to thank Jim and the guy who hooked me up for the Glasgow Comic Con. Eric. Yep, we got him in. He was the official guest of Weird Science sure DCComics.com at the Glasgow Comic Con. And from what I understand, he's gotten treated way better than we ever have in our entire lives. Yeah, really. Everybody gets treated better than us. What do we get? We don't even get into that. I, I signed up to get passes for the New York Comic Con. I'm putting all these stats. They want your stats. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, God damn it. There's no way they can keep us out this year. Hey, we're fucking busting down the door. Nope. We got to climb. And what did I do? Did we? I don't even think we talked about this, did no. we? 
uh, I got the email. Sorry, I regret to inform you that, uh, you know, it's really crowded and we have to do this. Tell them what I wrote back to the guy. I don't know do you remember? what you wrote back to the guy. I, I sent you a screenshot. I, oh, did I you? Wrote, yeah, I wrote, fuck you. And I fucking <laughs> hit reply, fuck them. Assholes. I, fuck them. So weird I, science is never going to New York Comic Con. No, and then I see these other things, and then I'm, I'm stalking people to see who like announces, who got my passes, and I'm fucking furious. I'm like, <laughs> I see these people. What the? Now we have this podcast. How can they keep us? I mean, and it even says, what are your intentions uh, while at the Comic Con? I'm like, motherfucker, I'm there. I'm like, we're gonna, we'll have a podcast. Maybe we'll have a get together with fans. We'll do the, you know, interview people. I did all the, I know how to play the game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe that was the problem. They're like, this guy is full of shit. Or, or they listen to the podcast. The first ten seconds, we say motherfucker, and they're like, nope. I don't know. I think some of these things are like, if one person doesn't like you, you're out. You know, we got the unfortunate deal of somebody not liking us for some reason. I, I can't see how. So so likable. I'm gonna dress like Lionel and lick my nipples because I'm gonna catch him. Wow. <laughs> I can see how people don't like us. I don't. I really don't care. I really. I say all this, and if we got the take, I just wanted to be accepted. I, I don't think and I would have went. Once in your life. I don't think I would have gone. No, I, probably yeah, not. I probably would have said I was until that weekend. Oh, fuck that. Reggie still. Reggie now has gone overboard. And now is not only getting us to go to Comic Con, he claims that he's making, setting up a panel <laughs> at New York Comic Con. We'll, we'll be in a room. I, I, really, I was going to say with just us, but I'm fucking leaving. If, if we're, <laughs> if we go and set it up and there's two people there, I, I'm getting one of them to take my place and I'm getting the fuck out of there. There's no way. So, so we, we have that and I don't like talking to people. So yeah, that's going to be a yeah, great panel. Yeah, what the hell? What is he thinking? <laughs> a panel. Me and you live. At a panel. What am I going to do? Dance around? Maybe I'll just like Lionel. It'd be the nipples. worst. Both of us would freaking get stage fright. Fucking shit our pants. The fucking people would be like, this fucking stinks in here. What is that? <laughs> There's shit coming out my fucking socks. Good times. Now I know why people hate us. Maybe that's why. He doesn't want us to shit the pants. Dan <laughs> says, hello, Jim, Eric, Reggie, and Chris. Who is this? This is Dan. What's up, Dan? Dan, who does some reviews for yes. us on Monday for the Marble. He says, I know that the mail segment of the podcast comes before diving into the actual books, but I really need to rant about this Justice League Rebirth one shot <laughs> before I will say a few things about the book. First off, Hitch is coming on a book that was previously held by Jack Johns. Those are incredibly large shoes to fill, especially after the Dark Side War storyline. Also, while I overall dislike the book, there are some good things. While I'm far from a fan of Hitch's art, I didn't mind it, with the exception of that one panel with Wonder Woman and Aquaman fighting on top of the alien. Yeah, that was of Tony, what Wonder was Woman going on in with the Wonder JLA Woman. series and in this looks like she was from the one of the monkeys from Planet of the Apes. And I yeah. say monkeys now I hate myself because they're apes, Jim. They're chimpanzees. Yeah, they're not monkeys. They're Kelly apes. Preston. <laughs> that panel is gross looking. Second, the dialogue wasn't bad. Again, what? I keep disagreeing with people. Get the fuck out of here. I've certainly read a lot worse. Yeah, you read worse when you read JLA. That's where the good things end, in my opinion. <laughs> the issue felt way too choppy and disjointed while the dialogue was fine. I kept having to change. It, it kept having to change drastically with the scenes. In addition, Hitch seems to be subscribing to the same problem most writers have with Justice League, Green Lantern, or in the case Lanterns. A lot of times, Green Lantern falls into the background of Justice League, unless a story directly involves him, and only shows up for some cool visuals in combat. Same thing happened to Lanterns, except now there's two of them. I will tell you that's because I think it was jammed in there. 
I sure think was. this issue was done. I think that's why they had to cancel JLA because this first arc is what was going to come. I really come on, do. You're, you're blowing our load. We got this for Justice League. <sighs> all right. Finally, we have the most blatant issue of all. I don't know how familiar you guys are with video games, but there's a franchise that goes by the name of Mass Effect, Eric. Yes, it is. I love Mass Effect. I even gave you my copy of Mass Effect 1 for the Xbox. because Which I still want to play, but I have not got it. I oh, just so got awesome. me Mass Effect 3 for Christmas. It's still in its wrapper. I would believe that in timing, besides maybe Final Fantasy 7, Mass Effect 2, I have probably put as much... Uh, hours in as any other game. Nice. I loved it. It's a game that many are familiar with. You don't need to know everything about it, but basically there's an alien race that are giant, uh, partially insectoid, part organic, part machine that are called the Reapers, Eric. The Reapers. These aliens use their soldiers and drones to collect inhabitants of a planet and turn them into their own husks. Thus, this would lead to the extinction of an entire race. In addition, there was a single member of this race that showed up and warned the hundreds more were coming. Is this starting to sound familiar? You could argue that this was more of a tribute to the franchise, but it's so heavy-handed and blatant that it definitely feels more like a copy and a paste job. Wonder what will happen next time Hitch sees that deadline coming up. Maybe he'll invent <laughs> Plumber Man to join the Justice League, who must defeat the er- evil Turtle King in order to save the love of his life, Princess Pear, Eric. Jump Man. <laughs> yeah. I apologize for the rant, but Justice League was a huge disappointment for me and easily the worst rebirth book we've gotten so far. I agree. Eat your heart out, Flash. There's a new top loser. You wish you could be this bad. Anyway, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, looking forward to the podcast, Dan. And yeah, uh, it's funny. People kind of did disagree a bit with me about Batman, um, but not many people except J-Man disagreed with Justice League. Uh, that is a bomb. And it's, it it's a shame. Hated in my and head. yeah, I look at all the reviews and there's some, I gave it a five. There's a lot worse than me. And it's a shame because this is like, it, it, you should have a step up to the plate home run, Eric, here. That's a thing, right? No, it oh. is not, but it will be right now. But, yeah, it's one of those where you have all this time you're going to give this one issue. You really have to nail it. There are people – Justice League is a little bit weird that people will jump on the Justice League no matter what. It's hey, kind of like Eric Batman. Say and, um, but, boy, this was just not a good start. It's lucky – for them that we've had these rebirths and then when we go in the one and twos that we've had already that you realize, okay, I understand what rebirth is. Yeah. You kind of give it a little pass, but uh, I don't see what's going to be coming from this. But uh, next is Taylor. Taylor up, says, Tim? hey guys, it's been great catching up on the show after weeks without it. I'll have to wait a while to listen again because Hastings didn't order any books again. See, here we go. <laughs> these people with these books. I know Jim is going to say go digital. But it's just not the same. You know what? You know what is this better? I read all the books this week, Eric. Boom. Done. Boom toasted, as we say at our house. Why why do you say that at your house? Because that's a saying at our house. Zach made it up because we kept yelling roasted when we'd say bad things. And then Zach messed it up and said toasted. And then we made fun of him every day. Okay. Boom toasted. So you shame him every day. I got you. Boom toasted. Rafe has a boom toasted dance that looks a lot like he's walking like an Egyptian. <laughs> he does it a lot too. It's very funny. So in the time away from uh, away, my girlfriend Whitney and I read all of the rebirth titles except Superman and Action Comics. And he thought that he'd give quick scores of these. And you could just think back. And he says, Detective Comics 935, he gave it an 8.5 out of 10. Whitney gave it a 7.5 out of 10. And, um,. I, I liked it a little more than that. That was probably I think I was with one Whitney of my favorites. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Justice League 51, if you remember going back, yes. uh, both gave 8 out of 10. 
Eight I out of don't ten. remember what I gave that, that but I remember Dan enjoying Abnett. it enough. Yeah, uh, that was, was the okay. Robin issue. Yes, and it was okay. I think I gave it a little less than that. Justice League 52, which we both really liked. Loved it. Taylor gave it an 8.5 out of 10. Whitney, 6 out of 10. Get the fuck out of here, Come Whitney. On, that was Whitney. a 9 out of well, 10 easy. Here's the thing, though. We also have to go back. They haven't read Superman or Action Comics. Oh. I think that if they read Action Comics, that would have that score would have went on. Aquaman number one, Eric. Taylor gave it a 8.5 out of 10. Whitney gave it a six. Oh no, I'm I'm wrong. Aquaman one. Come on, wow. He gave it a nine out of ten. Whitney gave it a seven point five. Right. We were kind of between that. I think I was a seven. I I didn't have the uh, I wasn't on for that episode, but uh, here's the thing though. I don't know. I'm I don't know that that's the rebirth. I think that's the number one. All right. It doesn't I'm, say rebirth, and we like okay. that. That's right. Yeah, number name. one is great. Uh, Wonder Woman one. Uh, Taylor gave it a seven point five. Whitney gave it a seven. You're lower than both those. Yes. Flash. Taylor gave it a six point five. Whitney gave it a seven point seven five. Whitney, you're, you're wrong there. Whitney is, I don't know what's going on with Whitney. you got to pay more attention to these books. Titans Rebirth, they both gave an 8 out of 10. Maybe I can see that. Pretty, I think that's what I gave it. Green well, Arrow, number one, both gave 9 out of 10. Nice. I like the Green Arrow. Batman, number one. You can't make me think about things. My memory Batman, is Batman, number one, 7 out of 10 for Taylor, and Whitney gave it a 6.5. Both. See, this is what I'm saying. These, this Batman is not impressing anyone. And it's, yeah, that's it's, a problem. It is a problem. And I'll even say it now, where the problem I think is people having, where, like Brandon, it's like I, I never read Batman before. Uh, not Brandon, I mean a Pistol. But yeah. these people are jumping on. A lot of times we have said three issues. You oh, give yeah. it everything three issues, and then you're out. Now, this Rebirth may have been a little easier on the thing where you will give it four. You'll give it the Rebirth number one, and then three issues – yeah, a little bit more. The not, There's not many of these books that I could say that they are wowing me so much that if I had to narrow them down, that I wouldn't just boom. If Batman isn't a character that, I, you know, that I'm not really into following, but I wanted to see what Rebirth was going on, I do not think I'd be following. I don't, yeah. At this point now, I think I would have dropped it. If I had to make a decision, if I'm going to cut some out, it's not – it's not my in my top four books. Right. Uh, so, you know, whatever your case may be that you have to cut loose. Uh, but the next one's Green Lanterns. Uh, Taylor gave it an 8.5. Whitney gave it a 7. Huh. You know what's funny? I'm looking at these scores, and it's really – Taylor is very similar to me, <laughs> and Whitney's like you. It's always like a point and a half lower. Whitney and you, freaking curmudgeons. Coming for you, girl, Taylor. What's yes. up? Whoa. I got to say, this book has been the biggest Shh, surprise for me. Just talking, me. He's talking about Green Lanterns. Yeah, I got to yeah. say, this book has been the biggest surprise for me. Going in, I didn't care for Jessica and I had no opinion on Simon. After two issues, boy, has that changed. I love boy. Jessica and I can't stand Simon. Simon was a dick this week. No, I'm it, telling you, is Simon wrong? is very odd to me in this entire yeah, series. Yeah, I didn't like it. Is it wrong to hope that Atrocitus takes him out in the next couple issues? I understand they put a lot... Uh, in at the end of this issue, but it was still good. He's talking about the one, right? The one right. that we went Emerald Sight. Yeah, Emerald Sight. Crikey, I love this show. He says, "Can't wait to listen. Have a great week, guys." And that's co- actually that's cool that him and his girlfriend sit there and read the books together. Yeah, and they sit and talk about. It. I don't know. Sometimes I think that that's like a curse, but I think I'd like it. You're my girlfriend, Eric. All right. Well, me and you talk about it. You're gonna spoon has, me though. My wife tries to get involved. She I'm telling you, well, no the thing concern. is, I would read books. I'd buy Batwoman for Jessica. She would yeah. read that, and I wouldn't read it. So and that's what we did. Mm, yeah, Everything really. we do together but separate. It'd be so funny. She's like, you know what I really liked about Batwoman? No, no, no. I didn't read it. Get out of here. No, sorry. Get out of here, woman. 
Next up is Mark. Mark says, suck Jim and Eric. So right Mark, now, yellow lantern ring from Mark. I have it on now. Despite its problems, I'm really happy with this month's Batman Beyond. The opening scene with Tim and Matt running to Wayne Manor was fantastic. Yeah, yeah It was it. a nice bonding moment for the two of them, and Tim was on panel without getting his butt kicked or that's acting like an idiot. You know what? I think that's my favorite part of the series <laughs> so far is them running there. I really did like it. Great change of pace. Plus, I, I know that we knew everything that, that was said. Right. It's just I liked the way it was presented there. I really did, though I have no notes for that book. I Excellent. just went through it. And the inclusion of Shriek in this issue, even if it was just in the flashback, made me so happy. That's fan service completely, yeah. and I yeah. appreciate it. And, and I think that what they've realized is that this book needs fan service. It, and it, it needs it, to be it, more yeah. like Batman Beyond. And it's, it's getting there. He is my favorite Batman Beyond villain, so I was just happy to see him in the book again, since his only other appearance was in issue 5 and in one-off panel during the battle for Neo-Gotham, where he and Spellbinder are fighting off Iborgs. I don't think Jurgens quite had Shriek's character down, but that's part for the course with his writing in this book. While, it really, while I really like the scene between Terry and Matt in the hospital, because Jurgens can't seem to take notes on his own story... Oh, while I really like the scene between Terry and Matt in the hospital, because Jurgens can't seem to take notes on his own story, it makes no sense. And the first issue of the series, we find out from Nora Boxer, who Matt met in The Resistance, see the Batman Beyond DCU preview, and is now living within Neo-Gotham, that Matt was on a class field trip when Brother I first attacked. Yeah, I that didn't remember bad. that. Good yeah, on that's you, bad. And that Nora had been taking care of him when Terry was not around. Now I do kind of remember that. I don't remember the particulars, but I do remember that whole thing with being Yeah, taken Nora kind of just disappeared, didn't yeah, she? Yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Perhaps this is just me, but that seems to imply that Terry was, in fact, around. Not to mention how would Matt know how to activate the invisibility function of the Batsuit if Terry never showed him and taught him about the suit. C3! Great scene, great story. Shame about the continuity. I would. I didn't even like. I didn't like the scene that much in the hospital. No, the scene in the hospital actually uh, was probably uh, one of my biggest problems. Besides, there was another continuity issue at the end of the issue. Mm. I thought you were going to talk more. I'm taking a sip of drink. I'm, I'm not blowing yeah, my load. My Batman Beyond. Jeez, I would love if Matt becomes Robin Beyond. That's what Damn it seemed right. like, right? Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, it might even eventually lead to the return of Batgirl Beyond character from one of the other Batman Beyond I wanted Batgirl Beyond to be its own digital title. I did too. It was, and then I, I'd like it back though. Finally, about the whole Spellbinder section. Spellbinder has the power to make people perceive and experience things that are not there. If he gets in your head, you're screwed. The fight between Terry and the Eyeborgs probably went down more or less like what we see in the book, except he had on the Batsuit. Also makes sense that Spellbinder would save him and put him under his influence. Batman probably useful Probably useful to have around during the apocalypse. What doesn't make sense is that... I wish that, I wrote this good about the things. I never call it the apocalypse. Yeah, it was funny. Uh, I was actually going to ask you if you wanted us to get a hold of Mark and see if he wanted to finish <laughs> the series, only because, you know, we, we've been saying about stuff just dragging on with the, the new 52 stuff. Actually, this is uh, a series I don't mind finishing you know, just because it seems like it's just going to lead up until the rebirth where it bridges the gap okay. and continues. Mark, get on Earth 2. And then we'll, what doesn't well, make that's one as well though i know well that's i think that's about the only ones you have left yeah you don't really have many others what doesn't make sense is that he's referring to terry as davis dusk the previous i know right this is damn he's full of my issue. shit yeah since last issue he said that batman had killed davis and that terry was a successor exactly it was weird too because it was like right after the other second finally what happened to bruce and all of this 
Well, Relative. Mark. P.S. Was hoping to be able to tell you guys about some Superman games. Memory said he wants these Superman video games. Oh, but right, was without right. power for most of the week after the big storm hit Minneapolis. That, our thoughts and prayers go out to him. I didn't even know. I'll that. always remember. Did you know there was a big storm in Minneapolis? I had no idea. Neither do I. I. I don't know anything. Maybe next week. I'm telling you, Mark, keep looking. There is none. It, it, the only thing I could think of, there was that Justice League uh, game for the PS2 that I think that. But, you know, it wasn't a quote-unquote Superman game. The Superman games are awful. Awful, Eric. The next one is from The Millionaire. Vermillionaire, who is not Chameleonaire, but Jim calls him that nonetheless. Hey, Jim. Howdy, Eric. Sorry to disappoint you, but no, I'm not Chameleonaire. Maybe <laughs> I'll still lay down some kick, uh, some sick rhymes for you guys, but I'll need some of Jim's beatboxing. Yeah, that sounds awesome. I wanted to thank you for getting me into Bloodlines. Being so new to comics, I was trying to keep an open mind, but I found myself pretty much sticking to the quote-unquote normal stuff. Yeah. But you convinced me to try it out, and I love it. It's one of the books I look forward to the most every month. That's awesome. Me too. I, I enjoy it. I was a lot happier with Batman this week than I was with number one. I think Tom King and David Finch are both starting to find their footing. That credits page with Batman flipping Solomon Grundy looked great, and I think the art is only going to go up from here. I read an interview with Tom King where he said this issue is planting seeds for all the way up to 22. Crazy. So I think once this all comes together, it's going to be a great run. That's a crazy thing to start I'm telling you we're going to be an app we're going to be an issue number 22 and they're going to say something see batman issue number two i'm like that's crazy get the fuck out of here and and the funny thing is is a lot of times they will say this and you'll be like oh my god and even when i think to myself oh you know that two a month that's still too long from now (laughs) last i know you've been talking about video games a lot lately have you played dc universe online yes i did Played it on the uh, PlayStation. Played he had himself one. a sick Red Hood character. I did. I made a Red Hood character that was so kick-ass. It's nothing real fancy, but it's one of those games where you can sit down, pl- uh, planning to play for 30 minutes, then look up and realize it's been four hours. Damn, <laughs> I feel like this was a long email. It, that, that, this isn't a long one. No. Sorry about that. Keep up the great work, guys. We're a millionaire. Yeah, Thank you for millionaire. longer than that. But yeah, I played DC Universe Online. I liked it. I did not I, play. I had some fun. Um, this was the the weird thing about it was I had played tons and tons of World of Warcraft. I'm, I was a big MMO guy. I played World of Warcraft before that. I played EverQuest. I played uh, the Lord of the Rings Online, Dungeons and Dragons Online, all the way back to Game Meridian Fifty Nine. Star Wars Galaxies. Star Wars Galaxies. I played. I was in all. I every one. Uh, Meridian Fifty Nine. I think was the first MMO I played way way back. Uh, freaking nobody's ever heard of that. I've but, never. Heard. Uh, I really enjoyed those, and that was, that's what DC Universe Online. I even played, um, oh, goodness gracious, what was that comic book one? There was the superhero one. I can't remember. Oh, I know what that. you're talking about. Heroes? Yeah. Or, uh... I, I can't remember what it was called. I played yeah, I know what you're too. talking about, though. I played that for a little. I, I, I've tried every one. I played Conan. The online <laughs> uh, freaking MMO, the Conan one. That yeah. I really liked them, and I was done playing those games, and then DC Universe Online came out. And I did play it on the the PlayStation, and I just, I was already done with them. That's the problem. I kind of, I liked it, but it just was the same thing. Man, I made a kick-ass Red Hood, though. Sure did. So cool. Manship's next. Hey, bros. I'm right here with you. First-time emailer from last week. The name was hard to make out. My first couple of podcasts with Weird Science guys were irritatingly negative. And that (laughs) that was Frenny, I think he's talking about. Yes, it, it didn't help that I was a big fan of the DCR podcast at the time. Those guys are ridiculously positive. 
I didn't say that, Aaron. No, I'm... I didn't say them or Raging Bullets love everything <laughs> that they ever have read. Despite an awkward E-Line live appearance. I'm like, what is he talking? It was E-Vine live. E-Vine live. Yes. Appearance and constant th- trashing of convergence. I kept on listening. And Manship, it was shit. Get it the compulsively your head, negative shit. duo. That's the problem. When you came into that, we were going to sound very negative because we were so angry. Now, some of the books I loved. Yeah. I'm telling you, I have I gave Superman, Lois, and Clark a 9.8 and a 9.9. And I really I, I painted myself in the corner with that 9.8 <laughs> because I'm like, oh, man, 9.8. And then the next one I like more. I'm like, Ooh, where am I, I going I think you even that? enjoyed the Nightwing Oracle a bit. I did. There were a couple I like, and boy, I've never read a better book than the Adam and that Supergirl, Supergirl Matrix. Matrix. Oh my the best, God, best ever. How the times have changed. Even you, you like that Superboy one? I like Superboy, and I like the uh, question. Yeah, and there were, and a lot of them. Like I really did like the first Suicide Squad. Yeah, uh, I think Frank Thierry did that. We liked the um, the JSA one. I like the, I like the first issue of the Justice League one as yeah, well. Yeah, there were a lot of ones that we liked the first, and then there was no payoff because the story ended up being bullshit oh, no, that nobody knew what was going on. <laughs> How the times have changed. Weird Science is now the place to go for comprehensive, lots of words, reviews, and passionate, negative sometimes, opinions. I want my Dark Knight Returns number five review. Hear That's that. Dark Knight 3. Yeah, he wants that. Uh, Jody's got to get on that, right? Yes. I don't think that's coming. I, I was actually going to see. I was going to do it myself, and I. But I didn't want to. I like when people get an idea from a guy who's been doing the series. I don't know if it's ever happening there. I don't <laughs> know. And he says, "Yes, my wife was on my ass during our visit to Chick Fil A last Saturday. I barely got last week's email in on time. Meant to preface the scariest moment question with, please don't go too dark. Us listeners do not want to hear about Jim being a burn victim or about Eric being molested by his grandmother." <laughs> I, I was, when I got this, I'm like, what the fuck did we say? Seriously. I don't even remember. I also didn't have time to include my honorable mentions. The first happened two weeks ago. Couldn't find my son for two hours after he went to play outside. Holy I was shit. screaming, flipping out that someone had abducted him when he was simply playing in a neighbor's yard, hiding in a fort that they built. Worst fucking feeling ever. I'm, one time we were at the shore. I think Zach was six. And I lost, he, he walked away. And I freaked out and immediately thought of the minority report, the the fucking movie. Right. And I thought that somebody had taken him and put him in the barrel. (laughs) Isn't that what happened to the kid in that? That sounds familiar. I don't know if it's that or not. It's been a while. I freaked out. I was so upset. Well, it's like the time when I was a bouncer at a bar and like people would walk in and they would take a right if they were getting takeout or they'd come forward to pay their like uh their uh the hell's it called your entrance fee yeah yeah and I'd stand your hand cover charge yeah and uh i look like the door opens i leaned forward and i look and it's a burn victim and i leaned back and i was fucking petrified thinking about i'm going to have to stay i'm going to have to stamp his hand me and manship right now are talking about thinking we our kids got abducted and you and you and your burn victims care about people that is a person who went through a hell and you just and he wants to put me through hell. Get yeah, the fuck out of here! Yeah, but he didn't do anything to do it. No, I don't thank think these God, guys he were like take out and left before like I ever he was see in him again. Vietnam protesting, <laughs> fucking guy burning. My second honorable mention was being dunked as a kid at the local public pool. You're actually, I think yours was when you were being hung outside. Oh yes, oh yes. The bigger Jesus kids, Christ. friends, dickhead brothers would put the little kids in a full Nelson and continue to forward dunk us until they found it not fun anymore. <laughs> like when he stopped breathing, maybe. Yeah. Something about being forced. Now, that's like a, a waterboarding. 
Something about being forced and held underwater against your will is fucking scary. Perhaps oh, that's why I love The Last Dragon so much. He loves that last dragon. I feel Leroy's pain when he's getting dunked into that drum of water, Eric. The fuck is The Last Dragon? The Last Dragon. That's his favorite movie. I don't even know uh, you what that would is. Like it. You would like it. Oh, right. well, I'll hook you up. Cool. And that's from Well, Sean. no, my father actually did that where, like, we, my grandparents had an above-ground pool. It was really big. Yeah. It was like, almost like, like you would do laps for fucking training for the Olympics type of big. Yeah. And he came up behind me on the deck and grabbed a hold of me as he was running and then jumped in the pool and, you know, went down to the bottom, yeah. this Indian style there, and just held on to me. And I'm like, I did not have a breath before I, he jumped yeah, me yeah. in. You know? you I was know. yelling. So I could not breathe. And that's another thing that goes to where I cannot stand not being able to breathe. I can't even have, like, just laying really? on my chest. Really? I love not being able to breathe. That's funny. No, I'm like, I am claustrophobic <laughs> because all this terrible shit that happened to me as a child. Yeah. Be, not being able to breathe is one of the most terrifying things in my life. Yeah, I think it might even mind. be considered deadly at yeah. some point. Chisanga no, even the idea of those freaks me out. Well, that's the thing. When people are claustrophobic, they can't get their breath, and then that freaks them out Like more. I went into this freaking maze uh, It was uh, when I was a fire, going through firefighter training, yeah. and it was like in the back of like a semi-truck trailer, but it was set up in levels where you'd have to crawl through, and there'd be like, like cinder blocks and shit in there. Complete and you dark. freaked out. They had to come and, and get you. No, no. you in their arms. I got – and there was trap doors and shit. I got the fastest time because, because I was so freaked out. That's I just fucking trudged through that shit. It's funny. They're like, he got the fastest time, but I don't think he's going to save anybody. <laughs> what freaking crazy screaming. Ah, uh, yes. Chisanga's next. Hey, Jim and Eric, why was Kate in Batgirl's outfit in last week's Injustice? That was a straight-up mistake. It yes. was crazy. I would also, have to defer to Jim on this because I didn't Yeah, know it was. She, uh, Kate shows up, and she's dressed as Batgirl. I don't know. Maybe you know, uh, they are relatives. So I was going to say maybe they were having, like, dress-up night or something. With, that'd be relatives? Awesome. Kate and Batman. Uh, and Batgirl? No, Batgirl wasn't involved. It was, I thought you said Kate was dressed no, as Batgirl. No, Kate is dressed as Batgirl. So Kate, if it's dress-up night with Batman and Kate, that's uh, a little crazy. They're, they're related. Yeah, it's kind of fucked yeah, up. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You also, never had dress-up night with your cousins? No. Also, I find it ironic that both Justice League and Batman Rebirth are getting mixed reactions from everyone. I haven't been that impressed by King's Batman so far, but I'll give him till December before any full judgments. Goddamn. Though his number two was a big improvement, he said. That's just song. I, I just, I don't, I don't know. Here's the thing is, I will say it in my blurb. I want to love this Batman. I only like it. And I really do want to love it. I haven't loved it yet. I don't know. I'm telling you, everybody went gu- like gushing over Snyder's Batman, and I only ever liked that, really. Well, and there were a lot of great aspects to the series that I did love, but overall, I can only say I liked it for the yeah, most part. But really, if you think about it, I up until after Death of the Family, I kind of loved it. And then we started getting involved in, you know, Zero Year and Zero stuff, Year, Endgame, I did not really care but for. But yeah, Night of the Owls and Court of oh, the yeah, Owls stuff. Oh, yeah, that was great. And, and uh, freaking, what's it called? Death of the Family, I really mm-hmm. liked. Uh, but yeah, so that's... You know, a bunch of issues, but right away, that first issue of his was crazy, but it really, I like, I was excited when I read it. This is not exciting me. No. Maybe it's just we're jaded. We've, we've read all this shit. This Next is Batman. Why is it a great right away? Yes. Next one is Toby. Toby, What's up, Toby. Toby may be the guy from, uh, no, I don't think he is. Toby, Weird Science Crow, he says. So, after years of not actively collecting reading comics, I've jumped in headfirst with Rebirth. I did 
briefly considered the new 52 as a jump on point, but quickly realized that for many reasons it just wasn't for me. Especially some, if you're reading Green Lantern and Batman. Yeah, just some quick thoughts about the books I picked up this week. Green Lantern's number two. Both Jessica Cruz and Simon Bez are entirely new characters to me, and I'm looking forward to getting to know them. So far, Jessica's a standout, I agree, and for having her interact with and take advantage of her rings database made me like her even more. I, I actually... Well, we'll talk about it later, right? Yes. I'll say it now. I almost wish that Jessica was by herself. So do I. Simon, from where I've known him from when his early uh, appearances in Green Lantern, to even him and the... Well, we're huge Simon fans. And he does not seem right anymore. He brings it down. Like, there's something that happened to him in Edge of Oblivion that changed his character fundamentally. Yeah. And he's not as much fun as he used to be in my mind. I actually got the idea that I would have liked Hal to come down. Jessica's a a new Lantern. She's in charge of Earth. And she's so new that he sets her up with some crazy ring, something that the ring can be the partner. You know, right. like because when when the ring was just talking, even like when she was saying like, "Oh, I wish I would. I I feel like I'm dead." And I, uh, negative. <laughs> like, uh, that made me laugh. Yeah. And I was like, "That's the interaction I want. I want Jessica to desperately be trying to uh, do something, and the ring acts like Vicky and Small Wonder. Doesn't get sarcasm, <laughs> Eric. It's I, like Siri. Yeah, I would love it." I think that's where the, the, the magic is. I like the level of problem Exactly solving. how Darlene was supposed to play in the uh, yes, Green Lantern yeah, before. Yeah, that sort but of thing. But never did. And, but I would, I would have liked somehow that Hal could have done it. Like, hey, we did this and we added this extra thing because you're new, but we, uh, we have to get the fuck down in it. I fucking would have loved it. I like the level of problem solving that shows for the character. Simon, unfortunately, has been kind of a one-note blowhard. Seriously. I, I agree. I, overall, I had fun with the issue, but my enjoyment went down. Uh, the more Simon was there. was kind of pissed that Blease was on the cover, but not in the issue as well. In, yeah, even welcome, in the to, welcome to freaking nowadays comics. Yeah. The, these freaking covers are done so far ahead that I'm, I'm sure this issue probably was going to have her at one point. And, that shit. and then somebody said, oh, you have to do two of these a month. What the fuck? Yeah, i got to the shit. shit out of this. Yeah, yeah that's, it's a problem all the time. All right, he says, just like number one. <laughs> now, listen, this is, this is a fellow, Toby. He has not been reading comics, so he you would think that he's going in with arms wide open, sure. I would say, Eric, with arms All wide Creed style open about it. We got it. and just excited about everything. I'm going to give this one a few more issues before I decide to cut and run. The story was too forced. <laughs> cut it out. The story was too forced just to get the league together in, one, in issue one, and having Jessica and Simon there while acknowledging they had the Red Lantern issue to deal with was probably the worst of all. Seriously, why would you write them in while they have other issues in their own book? Jessica, they didn't even have to mention that. No. It was such a weird way to try to gather up the continuity. Jessica, who was so unwilling to leave her sister in her book, just drops everything because the league calls. Hard to suspend my disbelief on that one. Well, what we if, don't know exactly where this yeah, is no, playing compared I, to where that. Bullshit, but. because this is, if anything, it's six issues from now. It's still, they're dealing with Belize and, and the I, Red Land. I, honestly, I don't even know, because in my mind, what they're dealing with, with the uh, Red Dawn going on, or Red Planet, as they call it, yeah. that's a Justice League situation where you want to help call them in to help. No, they're not going to be there. That's great. This whole, that, that's where, it's weird where we get these kind of combos of different things where a lot of times anything that would be a Green Lantern situation would end up being a Justice League yeah. as well because like, it is I a planetary thing. I can understand Batman thing. not wanting to call in the Justice League that he can handle himself. These are fucking rookie Lanterns. You're going to want all the help you can get. I know. He says, uh, it's hard to, you know, 
It's hard to suspend my belief on that one. Would it would have worked better to not mention the red lantern problem so as not to lock into the specific timeline? And really, for a rebirth number one, you really didn't need to. No, lock not it at down. all. I, I, and really, he really. Hitch really stressed like a bunch of things to tell you when this was happening. And the whole thing with Rao was but really they, they like... They kind a, of did. I See, yeah, I don't want to blow well, my load on this fucking Just League thing. Yeah, yeah. but Aquaman number two. I got stuff two. to talk about. Aquaman number two. Okay, I have a soft spot for Aquaman. My mom couldn't get me in the bath as a child without my Aquaman under roost. Nice. She's wearing undies in the fucking bath. <laughs> it's like me at the fucking uh, beach or the pool with a shirt on. Or at the so gym f- locker room. Yeah. So far I'm enjoying this book as it's damn big improvement over the long-haired hippie with a spear hand that they were trying to pass as Aquaman when I left. Eh, see, that that, was isn't that funny? Day, I'm going to let it slide to see where the story goes. But the fact that Mana had the chance to kill Arthur but instead listen to a monologuing rings untrue. I am going to say one thing to Toby. Uh, Toby, I would go back and get the Jeff Johns run in trade from the New 52. You haven't read that? I would get that. It's awesome. Yeah. It, it actually, these couple issues are trying to give you an idea of what all that was. It's like a recap to a degree, plus a and, recap, and of, a Forever recap Evil, of Forever Evil and, and Suicide, the Suicide Squad. Squad. Yeah. But if you New like, if you like kind of that, you'll, you have to go back and read that. Uh, Jeff Johns for just get the trades. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's probably like four trades. It's twenty five issues. Just go back and read those. Read them. Do it, Doug. They are great. Uh, Superman number two. I'm enjoying this way more than I expected. The father son interactions left me a bit weepy, and I'm excited to see this version of the Eradicator. And I agree. I like it. I didn't like this issue as much. No, I did not. Batman number two. Okay, I'm confused. When did Batman become the trusting sort? And this is where we were talking about people jumping in and what we thought. In Justice League, it's funny, too, I I think this as well. In Justice League, he mentions having soups in the league to keep an eye on him. And here he seems to be inviting Gotham and Gotham Girl right in the family. I don't get it. But I'll keep reading at least to see how bad these two runs turn out to be. See, I'm telling you, people are not impressed with Batman. (laughs) It's really odd to me. You have these three or four issues that people always give it. And everybody with these slow burns, I don't know what you're doing. It's like starting off an album. You have an album. You start off with an acoustical uh, fucking instrumental. You're not going to do that. Yeah, you hit it hard. Real hard. You look at the biggest albums of all time, that first song always kicks ass. Or the second. All of them. Well, if it's of all time, every one. Well, thanks for the awesome show. Like a foreigner album. I generally listen all the way through at least twice, Eric. He's awesome. That's crazy. He's got a lot of free time. Before the newest episode comes out, it helps fill in a lot of free time I seem to have lately. <laughs> oh, yes. But, yeah, that's awesome. But, yeah, Toby, go get that trade. Go Seriously. do it. See, everybody, I'm, I'm always negative. I'm not negative there. That was yeah, an awesome no, run. awesome run. Frenny is next. Now, I called not her Freeny before. I was wrong. It's Frenny. Usually I get lucky with names like that, but, yeah, I fucked up. Hello, gentlemen. Just wanted to drop a line. I had a great time listening to you read my email from last week. I don't know if I'll have the wherewithal to do this every week. But now you're addicted I do. now. I don't think I have the same commitment and stamina as you do. I, I don't right now. I am so tired. So since you asked my thoughts on truth, because remember I asked her, right. she, I'll just say I didn't hate it. But I don't really hate that much. Hate is such a strong word. Just embrace the hate. I encourage you all to have less hate and anger. It's much more pleasant, although maybe not as entertaining. Now, without going back, actually, this is like scream therapy for us. We get on <laughs> here. I get it all out of my system in time to get the new round of books, 
with an open mind. Eric. That's the thing, though. We did not go into the truth wanting to hate it. We wanted to love it. The books made us hate it. Yeah. It's just like the uh, last days of Superman. Yeah. We were probably the most positive of the first two issues. Oh, my God. And this is where I think people get thrown off by us a lot of times because we don't have these fucking rose-colored glasses on for the whole thing. If if issue two was a 10 out of 10, yeah. But if issue <laughs> two was a 10 out of 10 and the next one's a 2 out of 10, we're giving it a 2. I'm not yeah. going to say, woo, you know what, I really like that. And I hate when people are like, oh, this issue might not have been that great, but boy, it sets up stuff later, and you don't know what it sets up, and they give it a 10. Or the one guy. The one guy's on the fucking review. This isn't a perfect issue. 10 out of 10 he gave it. I think that's a perfect issue. Now, without going back and scrutinizing those old issues, I'm doing this from memory. Not even sure exactly the dates of these issues anymore. I was going... I was going through sort of a lull in my comics consumption at the time, and that happens. My enthusiasm ebbs and flows. I recall thinking the idea of revealing Clark's secret identity was probably a long time in coming, and I'm generally not a fan of doing away with the secret identities. I I think that that was a mistake. And I think that kind of... I don't know. They they kind of wanted to hem and haw with that it thing. It seems like you they're trying I mean? to repair that now. That's what I'm saying. I think that when that happened, it, they had a lot of big plans that didn't come about. Even the whole power depowerment uh, just was wonky throughout the whole Even thing. Even having the solar flare before that to the depowerment yeah. where you had no idea what's happening and then having the reveal that we had is Eric, fucking crazy. Why didn't they use that to show that without the powers – that man is still super. Exactly. Why? Why? Without powers, he's just a fucking angry jerk. Yeah. Who wants his powers back? Yeah. Okay. That's well, off. Let's get back to, to get Frenny. I don't want to freaking, you know, this is us. Yeah. But I figured it was bound to happen sooner or later, and I guess now is the time. My, You know what's also weird to me now that I think of it? If they, do they think, would you think in your mind if this was all real? And it isn't, Eric. These comics aren't real. Oh, you fucking I'm just going to tell like you here. But uh, Clark came out. Oh, I'm, it's Clark Kent Superman. Then this other Superman comes. Aren't you looking for, like, anybody named Clark that showed it? It's weird. I don't know. I don't do a lot of investigating reporting. My myself, approach so to Mo. I, maybe that's. I don't know. Maybe that's why Lois is involved, because Lois would have figured it out. And she seems to maybe have. Yeah. But, uh, but she's not going to, you know, she's not going to call him out. I don't know. I don't even know what I'm saying. Jacob my makes approach, the same mistake twice? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, now it's done. I, my approach to most comic storylines is that anything can be and likely will be undone at some point. So I try not to get too worked up about anything. But I, as I think back, not a lot of detail from the true story was all that memorable to me. I wish I could say Myth the same. Brawl. Myth brawl. Freaking Qualmers. Qualmers. Those goddamn mutants that he was skipping oh, my little with. Remember he's running with them? <laughs> Remember that one? When, wasn't it that he like ran he away? He pointed away from Yeah, he Lee, pointed the and one deal and ran. And off into the woods. Oh, my God. That was so much fun. I was mad at Clark for being mad at Diana over something stupid. I remember that. Otherwise, pretty lackluster. That was where I got really mad in the last days of Superman that she just went right back. He was such a dick. Yeah. You're the goddess of war. How dare you? You get paid more than me? <laughs> the hell if I'm going to ride you in the passenger side? <laughs> oh, my God. I only read three of the four books you reviewed last week. I don't read Destra, but Grayson and Teen Titans were pleasant enough. Frenny is very positive. Very. Not really necessary, but whatever. I'm not the hugest fan of DKR, but I have been getting the DKR three books. Actually, if there's anything I hate, it's Frank Miller's take on Superman and DKR. I hate it. He makes me or makes him out to be a tool, kind of like the truth. I refuse to accept it in my canon. I also don't like his Wonder Woman so much, and I hate the daughter. What's her name? Oh, yeah, Laura. Laura. And then he, he says, sacrilege. 
Kal-El's <laughs> mother's name should be due the same reverence as the Madonna. Madonna? Like freaking like a virgin Madonna? Damn right like that I Madonna. I think that's what she's saying. The Big old titty God. cones? Whoa! What? Or at least Martha. She's talking about the Madonna, the mother of God, my friend. Or at what? least Martha. Ha, see what I did there. I um. Madonna, the mother of God. Yes. I really, really, really hate that that Laura, that art last week. Oh, it's <laughs> terrible. Oh, my God. I, I thought I was supposed to guess what animal I think I'm seeing. or so, I, You know, all of a sudden I'm doing psychological testing, inkblot testing with that fucking thing. It's terrible. But now we're on to this week's books, and I'm not sure whether to deal with that here or just comment on the site. I'm starting to note that I differ with you guys. This means you, Jim and Eric. Reggie and Chris, I haven't read your posts yet. Eh, don't read theirs. We're important. <laughs> For instance, I rather love Batman this week. I seem to be experiencing an awakening of Batman interest. I'd always been a sort of anti-Bats before because it seems like I was cheating on soups. Although, truth be told, if this was real life, Clark is probably the guy I'd turn down, even though he'd be good to me, and I'd fall for Bruce instead. You're one of them girls, Because I'm self-destructive like that. This is why she likes the truth. That was her <laughs> Superman. At least before my daughter was born. I think Mother has cured me of that for the most part. But I digress. I haven't gotten into my specific reasons for my specific feelings about this week's books. I think I'll do that on the site. So, yeah, she's going to say, and she did. She called me out. Uh, but yeah, she And it's too much work to organize all my thoughts right here now to make them coherent. I do better when I deal with things one at a time. So, see in seven for any. And she did. I, I'm telling you. I think that this Batman is a hit and miss. Uh, if you haven't seen Batman, I don't know, because we've seen people who haven't dealt with Batman that are all into it. So, yeah. I, uh, P.S. I do. It's a plan different kind of Batman for a new world. Yeah. P.S. I do plan to go back and listen to the older episodes as time permits, just to get some history and background on you guys and your site. That's the problem with coming late to the party. I don't know what you've covered previously, and I don't want to drudge up the past about asking about old news. And all you'll find out is awfulness about Terribleness. us. And the whole you'll find out that Eric got abducted almost by a freaking people in a ice cream truck, but what? he was but he was too fat, and they thought that he would eat him out of house and home. And the glasses were way too thick to keep up on that. And they knew how to spell zucchini. <laughs> Boom. I'm trying to think of something you'll find. Well, I, I always mention that I got beat up a lot by the retards. The yep. re, the and re the Puerto Ricans. And, oh, yeah. You wouldn't know the uh, Amish Puerto Ricans that beat the crap out of me. Reggie called them the Amish Puerto Ricans. <laughs> yeah, I had some problems. Those guys were mean. They, they beat the crap out of me. All they said was, is that your boy? And then, and then just, it's so, it, it really, it changed me that day. It did. It changed me. I, I'm on the boardwalk. I became a, Jessica Cruz after that. No, I just became really, this is why I'm so miserable and stuff. Because at that point, I thought the whole world was, everybody was nice. Because at that and, point, you realize people hate your jerk off face. And not, and not that. I realized that people would legitimately try to kill somebody without ever knowing them. Brett bumped into a guy. I don't even know. I think he looked at him. And the hey, what are you looking at? They start fighting. It, to me now, it's probably 110 guys came over to me. It's like Batman and the fucking uh, Detective Comics. The yeah. fucking the the what the was colony it? The colony The colony showed up. They come over. Hey, is that your boy? I didn't even say yes. I went, huh? And they just started swinging. And then I knocked that guy down, and they started kicking me in the face. <laughs> these guys, who knows? At that point, these guys might have had every interest that I have. Like, one of those guys could have ended up being my best friend for life. Instead, just because of that, they're they're kicking me in the face. And the two guys that started the goddamn thing, nothing happened. They yelled I'm, at each other. I'm telling you, I had the same experience last night. I was watching a movie, and a guy got egged by, like, people in a car 
who then yelled fag at him. And I just like, shit, nobody would ever do that. Are you kidding me? People are fucking pieces of shit, Jeff. Yeah. This has happened to me. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And at that point, I thought to myself, from now on, I'm no longer going to be the victim, Eric. And I am ready. <laughs> no and the more. Problem, and no, that's the problem is from that point on, not only was I going to be ready, I was looking. And not that I was looking for a fight, but this is why you see when I go to Walmart, I have five fucking stories because I'm always on the lookout. I don't want somebody beating me up. But I, no, I just everything annoys me now. Uh, that ruined my life, those guys. I wish they were listening now. Assholes. And the whole concept of the podcast is so of the moment, dealing with what's new and current <laughs> right now on the shelves that I don't want to get behind on that. In fact, I may be dropping Green Arrow and Green Lanterns and just cheat and follow the storylines through your reviews. Which I think a lot of people Is do. that bad? No, we, we have spelled that out. That, that is something that happens, and that is for any, and thank you for any. And yeah, now I don't I'd have the say, problem. I I'd said all week, up. I said I have to keep practicing the Frenny because I, I want to oh, say yeah. Freeny. But no, I'd but say no. keep up with Green Arrow. You can drop Green Lanterns, in my opinion. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Pick up how Jordan the Green you know Lantern. What's weird about these out. books? These these twice a month books really uh, they become like you you even have to notice, especially when we're doing notes and things. When you they they really don't have a lot to them a lot of no. times. So yeah, if you just kind of listen, fuck it. All right, there's gonna be an extended fight scene here because we gotta pad this shit out. Yeah, yeah. Brandon is the last email. A lot of emails tonight. What's up, Brandon? What's up, fellas? I decided today. This was Friday, May eighth. He wrote. What the hell? What are we in the time machine? I think it fucked up, Bryn. Well, it would be a day I dub, I dub Eric Day. He did. He put Friday, May 8th. It would be a day I dub Eric Day. I called, right. I called into work. Right there, it's not Eric nope, Day. You're, you're, if it's Eric Day, you call Jim and have him write a note. You don't even call Jim. You send a tweet to him and yeah, say, yeah, tell them I'm not coming to in today. I said, remember this week, I said, if you the next time you do it, I'm going to write a letter <laughs> as if it was like those end of year uh, Christmas card things. <laughs> it was a crazy year at the Werner house. We welcomed <laughs> two new cats. And I was going to go all through this whole thing. And then at the end, P.S. Eric won't be in today. And then they could get off my back. Uh, I called into work today to literally sit around, read comics, and watch movies all day. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. The kid and girl were gone visiting her parents, so this made that very easy to do. The kid and girl. I know. (laughs) (laughs) This is important because as a result, I think I was able to channel the energy necessary to enter the time warp Eric always references. It's awesome. I mean, I squeezed in an inordinate amount of TV time. I started by watching about half of Rick and Morty season one again after finishing season two. Watched uh, Man from U.N.C.L.E., the movie with Superman. Yeah. (laughs) Vacation which was surprisingly funny. I'm sure he's talking about the new one. Of course. And a few other random things mixed in there as well, like the night of episode one of a new HBO series. Do you know of that? The night of dot, dot, dot. I have no idea what he's talking about. You know what he should watch? Freaking Bill and Ted. Totally. Yeah, he said. journey, man. Next next Friday, take off again and watch both of those, and then get a hold of me and tell me what you haven't watched as well. Roadhouse, Point Break, and all of them. Holy shit. That is like 11 days worth of regular TV time when you have kids. Eric, I'm simultaneously jealous and curious. How do you do that on a regular basis? Number one, he doesn't have kids. Yeah. But I'll be damned if I'm not refreshed to finish my work. And I'm very selfish. Here's his books. I read a bunch of books this week I liked. However, there is one that stood out as particularly shitty to me, and that is, Eric, what do you think it is? Justice League Rebirth number one. Yeah, you don't even have this, and you knew that's what it was. What the ever-loving fuck was that? Is this – it's funny he says that. I actually have four notes – in in for that book that end with 
fuck you. <laughs> That's how mad I was. Is this what we were supposed to be waiting and excited for? To put Hitch on this book after Jeff Johns is just insulting. I mean, the only comparison I can think of is this, is akin to taking Kelly Kapowski off Saved by the Bell to put the motorcycle gang color-wearing, butch-looking bitch Tori in her place. Hey, hey, hey. Tori was kind of nice when I showed up. You like Tori? I did. I have Holy ever-loving shit. Jim, if you didn't give this a five, I would have to question the entire concept of the five out of ten. Go fuck yourself rating altogether. And I want to spell this out now. It, it killed me to give it a five, but it was the five out of ten. Go fuck yourself. And I said to Eric from now on, I'll say everybody who reviews on the site, keep this in mind. You cannot give a five unless it is the go fuck yourself. Yes. From now on, if you think to yourself, this is a five, but only because it's a five, five one or four nine. Five is specific. From now on, it's worse than a two, right? It's Tori worse than a zero. Tori was kind of dangerous. Yeah. I'm looking up Tori now. I can't, I, I, I'm over Justice League. Now, I've never been offended by a comic, mostly because I'm not a social justice warrior and understand this is entertainment, nothing else but this cause. Uh, this came mighty, mighty close to offending me for several non-justy just to see reasons. Reason one, <laughs> Brian Hitch, I know you're listening. So get the idea of goddamn Ral out of your brain forever. The whole story and idea sucked. You couldn't put it out in time. And last I check, it has no plans I know to ever be finished. Therefore, I don't want to get referenced as canon ever. Nonetheless, during rebirth, when shit should be getting back on track, go fuck yourself. <laughs> That's what I put. And don't take more work until you finish your job in the first place. Reason two, this art is ripped from the pages of the JLA issues that Seriously. never came out. I will bet my meager life savings on the only thing that Hitch updated was Batman's costume, which was probably the result this came, that it came out in July and not June. Not only is that exactly what it looks and feels like, but the art also feels just flat out sucks donkey balls. The facial detail used in panel after panel is black dots for eyes. There's the one with Batman when he's taunting. It looks yeah. like he has an eye patch. For eyes and a black line in the mouth, not even white coloring for teeth at times. This is a stuff that results in delays for Brian Hitch dots and lines. I won't ever get the people who say, I'll wait forever for Brian Hitch's art. Really, when they say that, they're going to. Seriously. To them, I say good because that's how long you'll be waiting he, for he's no Jim to finish Lee. a goddamn story he's working on anyway. No, he's not. Not at all. Reason three, these are lines of dialogue used in the actual fucking comic published in 2016, directed to a giant flying alien who probably doesn't understand English as it retreats. And, and really, if you want to consider yourself warned, we stand at guard. We're the Justice League run. And really, <laughs> you want to make fun of that, don't watch that fucking season of uh, Doctor Who. Seriously. It's, it's almost right from... 11th uh, hour, season yeah, five. Yeah, it's almost one. right from... Matt Smith's fucking lips. They I think, do. I think Brian Hitch used dialogue my three-year-old daughter would fill in a blank comic page if he gave her one. Come to think of it, maybe a better book for Hitch would be DC Superhero Girls. It seems like a better dialogue fit for Brian Hitch. Why would you want to do that to little girls reading it? <laughs> All right, I've taken a Xanax. I come down now. We'll end this with this. Now we're going on week three of Marvel Monday Reviews. And yes, yes, Brandon, it continues. Remember, I yelled at him last week. Because, Are we doing it? He didn't say that this right week. Now He's I'm on it. Brandon, I'm right now. I'm tweeting Brandon a picture of Tori. Are you? All right. Here I have a curious question. What has been your favorite series you've gotten into so far that you're reviewing on Marvel Mondays? I know what yours is, and it's funny. Oh, yeah, definitely. You say this, but it's only just, you know. Well, I I went back and read, but you like Mockingbird, right? Yes, That's your favorite. I loved it. Um, of the ones I read, I would have to say the um, Black Widow. It's probably my favorite. Uh, that seems to be the one that's just going to be consistently great. But, yeah, I like that. I, I like we, – we talked about it all week about Marvel stuff and how it, it's kind of goofy, 
compared to DC, but it's 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 fun. Yeah, and we we like it. It doesn't seem like even the movies like are a reflection of it in my mind. Where Marvel just seems like you can just jump in. All right, there's a few jokes you're having. DC seems very serious. Yeah, yeah. And I actually that's why I'm glad we have a DC site because I need that seriousness when dealing yeah, it's, with. Yeah, it's funny you say characters. seriousness as if it was an insult, but it really isn't. Uh, it's and really the way they go. I need to believe I, a man can fly, Jim. Uh, yeah. Well, the thing about that is, is I hate when DC tries to do these things like, oh, we got to be more. No, you don't have no. to be more like Marvel. Stick with what I like. DC. I like DC a lot more than Marvel. Is Marvel what? is kind of goofy and fun. Yeah, that's that's good for a bit. But yeah, you need something to to mean stuff, you know, and give you the feels there. Get to the end of this one. I want to make feels. sure I have Brandon Sweet right. Okay, and then he, he ends with Ricky Ticky Tabby Biatch. <laughs> and also Grass Tastes Bad. And that Eight. is from <laughs> That's the best catchphrase. Uh that's from Brandon at B Muir three six six zero. B M U R three six six zero. And it is tweeted out. And so you, hot picture of Tori. Ah, uh, yes. So if you want to go, go to Beamure 3660 to see Tori's picture. And in the That's meantime, right. we're going up to Brandon's Gorilla Review slash Marvel Minute, where he will be talking about Kingpin Civil War number one, which Ooh. he snatched from, snatched from you, Eric. That yes, I saw the tweets this morning. Yes. Yeah, so let's give it off to Brandon. How are we doing, Weird Science? Uh, this is Brandon here. Come to bring you a Marvel Minute this week. I'm going to bring you a Civil War tie-in issue. Uh, it's Kingpin number one. Uh, this book split up kind of into two different parts. Um, it's almost in in a reverse order here. Um, so we're going to run this down for you. Part one is called Shouldn't Have Come Back. Uh, that's written by Matthew Rosenberg. Um, art is by Ricardo Lopez Ortiz. Uh, and we got colors done by Matt Lopes. Um, so we kind of kicked the issue off here. Uh, we, we get some narration from uh, Kingpin. Um, he's returned from San Francisco and come back to New York because uh, he's kind of sees some opportunity here. Um, we see him at a feast, kind of narrating the beginning of the comic um, while he's he's talking to the people sitting around the table. under kind of some street-level criminals like Jigsaw, Hammerhead, etc. Uh, he's trying to let them know that, you know, again, there's still opportunity uh, to be had in the city, uh, even though Ulysses has kind of spoiled most of uh, their recent plans um, because the Avengers and, and the various teams around the Marvel U are getting a drop on them before they can really do anything. Um, so basically, you know, Jigsaw stands up and, and tells Kingpin, you know, challenges his idea, says this isn't really going to work. Uh, and for his challenge, uh, Fisk gives him a hockey-style face smush, and his face goes slamming into the table. Uh, about that time, we see this uh, gentleman sitting next to Kingpin. His name is Janice. He kind of lets Kingpin know that, that it's time for them to go. Um, outside of the place they were eating, um, Janice and Kingpin walk out, and they get suddenly attacked by Bushwhacker. Uh, now, Bushwhacker uh, has a cybernetic arm, um, so he uses this to turn it into a gun and, and fire some shots. Uh, we see Kingpin kind of cover um, Janice, and he ends up taking three shots to the back, falling over. As Bushwhacker kind of approaches him, doing, you know, some monologuing, being a cocky son of a bitch, um, 
he gets too close and, and Kingpin gets up and smashes him with a garbage can. Uh, so he, he now has the upper hand on, on Bushwhacker there and he's kind of stepping on his throat. He's asking him, who, who did he come here to kill? Did you come here to kill me or uh, my buddy Janice here? And Bushwhacker, he basically says, I came for you, Kingpin. And Kingpin says, good. Uh, steps on his throat and he kills Bushwhacker. So he is not in the Marvel Universe anymore. Bushwhacker had died in 2016. And we kind of get the hint that Kingpin likes this Janice dude and we have no idea what's up with him. So, so we need to be looking for hints here. Uh, we go back to kind of Kingpin's house. We see he, he's getting stitched up uh, from the bullet wounds when Captain America, uh, Sam Wilson, Spectrum, and Night Thrasher, uh, kind of a random team there, but anyway, they come barging in uh, with some questions uh, about the death of Bushwhacker, and they're kind of looking in the direction of Kingpin here. Um, but they don't have any kind of real hard evidence proof, which is surprising with Ulysses around. Um, so there's kind of some not nice things exchanged between Kingpin and Captain America. Um, he kind of says if, if they don't have anything to get the hell out of his house and Night Thrasher and Spectrum kind of have to escort the heated Captain America um, out of Fisk's place and and he lets Fisk know he'll keep an eye on him. Uh, it's at this point in the story we kind of get a flashback um, and this is back to when Fisk first arrived in New York and, and he was trying to recruit um, villains initially. I would see he, he's sitting down with uh, this gentleman called Owl and Madame Mask. Um, they kind of let him know they don't want anything to do with his plan, you know, that Ulysses is around and, and everyone's kind of out of business right now. Um, so they walk off. Uh, as they walk off, kind of the, the shop owner comes up to Kingpin and, and he kind of asks for some help um, to find some missing girls that have gone uh, gone missing in the area. Um, and he says it's not really for families that can go to the police, so so that's why they're coming to him. So we, we flash back to uh, Kingpin's pad again later that night. Uh, we, we see he's sleeping. He gets interrupted by one of his boys. Uh, they let him know that they got a tip um, on this dude who's kind of doing the kidnapping and taking these girls. So they do a stake out there, um, they see him bring a girl into kind of this warehouse. And as he he does that, um, just as they're about to get out of the car, they see the security guard kind of come snooping around um, and kind of enter the warehouse. They hear a couple gunshots. Uh, they go running in. And when they open the garage door, uh, they see it's this dude, uh, Janice, uh, who's been kidnapping these girls. Uh, now remember, this is a flashback, so so this takes place before the first part of the story I already told you about. Um, and, and we see that Kingpin isn't—he's not a fan. He'll do some dirty shit, but he's not a fan of uh, kidnapping and selling women into kind of slavery type situation. So he's about to off Janice um, when his partner, who he's with, is like, you, you know, you can't do this. The superheroes will be here if you kill somebody, and then we're done for. And he says, well. If they have this dude who tells them what's going to happen before it happens, they would have been here already uh, for this guy kidnapping girls. So Kingpin, kind of with that train of thought running through his mind, uh, kind of switches up the narrative and wants to kind of test this 
dude's power out. So he asks him to kill the security guard instead of Kingpin killing Janice. Um, and that's where our issue ends, kind of on a cliffhanger. But then we get thrown into part two of this story. Uh, this is called The Death and Birth of Janish Jardish. Um, same writer, so Matthew Rosenberg. Uh, we got a bigger art team here. Uh, Dalibor Talajic is the penciler. Jose Marzan Jr. is the inker. Uh, and we got a colorist of Miroslav Marva. Uh, so anyway, basically part two is just catching me up on what this dude Janice is all about. It's essentially his origin story. Um, when he was working for Black Cat, uh, when Kingpin was in San Francisco, he came into contact with some Terrigen Mist. Um, so he cocooned, because it, it turns out he's an inhuman. Uh, and when he came out of that cocoon, he kind of discovered accidentally, um, after, you know, a mission gone array that he wasn't arrested, that he kind of has these, these luck powers, um, and that he kind of avoids Ulysses' um, sense of... Um, of them kind of knowing what you do wrong before you do it. So he's Ulysses' blind spot, essentially. Um, and that's why Kingpin, we find out, is, is using him uh, to kind of generate this plan and, and kind of conduct some business in the city um, while all this is going on and nobody else's, no other villains are really having much success. So you know how I do things. That's how this book wrapped up. Uh, so I'm going to let you know to buy, to borrow, or to forget it altogether. Um, I'm going to rule this one in the borrow category, uh, unless you're a huge Kingpin fan, or you like this new guy or want to find out some more about uh, Janish Jardish, uh, Ulysses' uh, kind of blind spot. Um, that's what you do by picking this up. Uh, th there wasn't a whole bunch of action. It was a lot of talking, but it was intriguing. Uh, but again, like I said, unless you're a huge Kingpin fan or a huge fan of tie-ins for events, it's really not a necessary issue that you have to pick up, but it but it was mildly entertaining. So I'm gonna gonna circle this as a borrow. Um, that's all for me this week, guys. I'll have a bunch of Marvel reviews up on Monday for you, uh, and Ninjack coming this weekend. Uh, so keep an eye out for that. Um, other than that, you can find me on Twitter at Beamer3660. Uh, if you got anything to say to me, holler there, and we'll go back to Jim and Eric. Let me out! Let me out! This is not a dance. I'm begging for help. I'm screaming for help. Please come let me out. Let me out. Let me out. This is not a dance. I'm begging for help. I'm screaming for help. Please come let me out. I'm dying in a vent in the garage. Awesome. All right, we're back, Eric. It's the meat and cheese of the podcast, the books. The books. I, I peed so hard at that break, I fucking really? think I split my urethra down that my entire shaft of my cock. Why? I'm thinking of meat and cheese, and now I'm thinking of a meat that I don't want to and some formunda. Just a cock split down in the middle cock long split. ways. That's, well, that's how a lot of times people... Oh, claps. Well, you know when people make hot dogs, and they sweat, it actually weirds me out a little serious <laughs> because of that. And I think that maybe that's what people in Vietnam, when they were in the shit, 
and they heard that thing that the razor blades. Oh yeah, that story, fucking That's yeah. that's what it reminds me of, and it always freaks me out. It was a long mail, and I drank a lot of tea in the in, in that time. Yeah, it was a long mail. It was. Uh, I've been drinking coffee. I'm on my second coffee, and I have a gridlock here ready, uh, and I'm ready to rock, Eric. And All right. We're going to be talking about a bunch of books tonight. If you want to read our reviews of these books and yell and scream at us on the comments, you can go to WeirdScienceDCComics.com. Check us out. Join on the site. Comment. Or scream at the other people commenting. Do that. We don't need all the screaming. Defend us once in a while. I don't know. People, it is true that people do like to scream. Like, there's not a lot of, like, you know what? This review is exactly, we do get it, but, you know, right on, buddy. Yeah. You get it occasionally. Yeah, I do more than Makes you. Makes my day. It does. But I like when people disagree, but I, I don't like when it's people like, you're a moron. Anonymous <laughs> says, I'm a moron. Yeah, yeah, that's not funny. But yeah, we're going to start with the big book of the week, Eric. The big book. This book everybody has loved. <laughs> Universal love for this one. And it is Justice League Rebirth number one, written by Brian Hitch, art by Brian Hitch, Daniel Enriquez. Scott Hanna, Alex Sinclair, and Richard Starkings, which sounds a lot like Richard Starkey. Who is who? Who was Richard Starkey? Isn't he a man who shot someone? No, nope, that is Ringo from the. Damn Beatles. it, it is. Damn you, that is Ringo. Tell me, Ringo Starkey. never shot nobody. He might. I can't prove that. He's a Beatle. He could do whatever the fuck he wants. <laughs> I don't care what you say that he's the you know the fourth wheel. Doesn't matter. He, he might be. He may have been. Yeah, he may have been the <laughs> luckiest guy ever, though. Ever. But he still may have been able to shoot a guy and get away with it. That's what I think. Paul McCarty, Jesus Christ. There's probably bodies buried in his goddamn basement. One of them being John Lennon. And we're all okay with it. I like Paul. I was, more of a, I was more of a John fan, though. But, uh, I mean, at a point. He got a little everyone. too preachy now. Yeah. Him and his fucking vegetarianism. He could shove <laughs> it. Sneaking pot into fucking Japan and his kids fucking stuffed animals. What the fuck is that up? Well, you know, Eric, you know what I'm talking about. No, I, I have no idea. All right. Were you upset that Brian Hitch's Justice League book was canceled? No. No, I wasn't. That was not supposed to be. Well, after reading this issue, I'm not really sure. What? I don't know. <laughs> I know that the Justice League mentions defeating Rao more than once, but the art and story in this issue felt like it was originally going to be the next arc of JLA, and because of that, it doesn't feel fresh, new, exciting, or worth the fucking paper it's printed on, Eric. I'm All sorry. Right. I shouldn't get this angry, but after reading this issue, I wanted to strangle myself. Everyone jumping children's. on, Everyone jumping on this book for Rebirth... Welcome to the suck, Eric. <laughs> you stole my thunder at the beginning. All right. I am telling well, you. You that. wanted me to lie there? You didn't I, tell me this beforehand. Welcome I did not like the JLA the series. Suck. I, this issue is nonsense. I hate it. Even everybody who said shit about it already, you're, you're just, that's the fucking tip of the iceberg to me. But I, I, everything I said, I have so much more hate for this that that's why I didn't mind. I didn't blow my load. I got six loads ready going, Eric. I'm a porn star when it comes to this book. All because right. We start off, say. we start off and we see mass destruction. This looks like it's New York City, which always throws me off anyway. And there the is a giant fucking hermit crab monster, cockroach slash crab. There's a thing in the sky. It's not in the sky at the moment, though. It's landing. It is knocking buildings over. Shit is going wrong. 
then we see uh, this narration. And it's basically the narration is like, boy, why are we so important that we are the ones who defeated Darkseid? We're the ones who Starro couldn't take over. We're the ones who killed Ral. Yeah, yeah. really? Did we didn't know? see that. That Right there, right there. I was so angry. <laughs> and you're getting this whole thing. Why are we so special? What makes this world so special? And in the meantime, you're seeing the Justice League fighting uh, what appears to be the Chitauri invasion of New York. <laughs> and it really got me angry. And then we see that this narration is actually in upstate New York. I guess now. Yes. We are, see, this is what happens. No, it's upstate Metropolis. Well, that's what I'm saying. This is what throws everything off for me when you throw New York in, because everybody's always like, well, Gotham's kind of New York, and then Metropolis. You know, there's New York, but in the meantime... They, they, I want a new definitive map of where yeah, everything is in well, the United States. Are you, are you with me now that this alien, who we find out is called a Reaper, yes. is pretty much landing on buildings, destroying things. There are people dying at this moment. Oh, yeah. It's a terrible mm. situation. It's awful. All hands on deck type All situation. All hands on deck, except in upstate New York or wherever Metropolis. you want to say it. Because, well, <laughs> Metropolis is a city. Yeah. We don't know what state it's in. Yeah, There's upstate. no upstate it's, what it's, it's Metropolis. It's uh, like 300 miles north of Metropolis. Well, then whatever state, what state do you think that would be? So it kind of seems like it'd be Connecticut or, you know, New York. What state? I don't even know what state Metropolis. You say, that's what you I'm say saying. New that's why I'm we can't sure say upstate York. anything. Sure? We'll just say upstate. I said mm-hmm. upstate New York. But yeah, uh, shit is going wrong. A big city is being destroyed. Yeah. Clark is cutting up vegetables. <laughs> He's talking to Lois. And you get that you find out that this narration is Clark. This narration is not a husband talking to a wife. I, I said in my notes... He is doing his own personal TED talk oh, yeah. on what makes this planet special. It, it makes no goddamn sense. I'm not sitting there cutting vegetables saying to my wife, we defeated this. And even the point with that, he didn't. No. It wasn't him. But, yeah, here is where Starro didn't conquer, where Rouse hold. The story uh, I want to see. And really what gets me in this, because of the way that this Clark – pre-Flashpoint Superman, was brought in retroactively saying he was there the whole time. This kind of – it doesn't ring true to me even then because you're thinking, why Why wouldn't he have at least – I know he didn't want to give up his identity, but shit with Rao was going wrong. Shit with – you know what? Maybe he should have gotten involved. He is a Johnny no-doer because the city of New York is being destroyed He's just yapping with Lois, cutting vegetables. <laughs> John is is out there fucking playing in the backyard. Right, what is playing action with his, figures? Playing with his, he's like, hey, Dad, look, I'm pretending I'm the Justice League as fucking thousands of people die. Isn't this and, fun, Daddy? Oh, Daddy, you're all upset about that. I'm more upset about you know this whole conversation with Lois and Lois saying, yeah, you know what? The Justice League really isn't shit without yeah, you, honey. The Justice League kind of – but as they're saying this, this is something that – you know, you talk about what? Not while you're watching a city being destroyed, and you see at that moment the Justice League is not being effective against it. People are dying. And you can say to me, "Oh, but Jim, they're only getting mind controlled." Whatever. First off, you wouldn't even know that that's all that's happening. But we yeah. see buildings falling. Buildings, buildings are tumbling are down, and it's odd and for Superman to just kind of be like, "Huh." You know what? And he says, "Look, who's going to eh, cut these vegetables if yeah, I go off?" I mean, really, and I'm really. I see they're drinking wine. He doesn't <laughs> want to get there. He's a little tipsy. He doesn't <laughs> know what's going to happen. Uh, but even there, he's like, "Oh, they can deal with it." That's their problem. It's almost like he he's shy. 
Ooh, I, don't know. I don't know what they're going to say to me. I don't know. I, I'm looking we at another about picture. It a there beforehand. are buildings getting destroyed. We talked about it a little beforehand before we got on, and I like the idea where he thinks he trusts the Justice League to get the job done, but I have to go with you as well where – Superman, people are dying. Do yeah, something, people are please. Dying. You're um, Superman. And it's not even just like, oh, they can handle it. There's already people dying. You can help. If, even if it, you it don't like go the, with the it, Justice League. It's like League. the end of Man of Steel here with the yeah. fucking the way Metropolis yes. got destroyed in that. And even Shit if you're not, wrong. you may not, you don't have to show up and say like, hey, Justice League, I'm involved. Just go and help some people. Yeah. Just, just save some people. No. There's Lois, they're drinking their wine, cutting their vegetables. And then Lex you, Then you, yeah, really. Then you, well, if Lex showed up, fucking he'd be there in a minute. <laughs> he'd be like, Lex is there. Oh, shit. I know he's bad. And he'll head off. Yeah, you go back to the Chitauri invasion again, and these fucking face suckers are flying around, and Flash is like, oh, my God, there's too many of them. And Cyborg, everything is forcing here. Enough for everyone in the city, Flash. Oh, oh really? Yeah. Really? That There is? There's enough for everyone in the city? That doesn't really show us that in two more pages they're all going to get fucking taken and walked through? So ridiculous. And then Batman's inside. Oh, we got to remove them. We got to stop this. Oh, well, that's not going to work. Yeah. Yeah, really. Batman it's, just starts it was such a weird all just yelling dialogue. stuff. And then... These face suckers go on the people, and they start walking away, and then cyber, the infected, they're heading back to that thing. I'm like, I, where things are jumping in weird places here. I, the, the dialogue here, you don't like dialogue, the battle dialogue. No. You're never a big thing. This is so like... Oh, when you call out like stuff like that, I don't mind. Where you have this, a conversation with somebody about why you're doing what you're doing or you know, just I know, talking about this, your childhood. This dialogue all seems like it would be something that somebody, again, like a Superman watching TV, not somebody involved. Like, yeah. uh, oh, the infected they're in, need to stop them, whatever it is. Gathering this many people won't be for their own benefit. Come on. Oh, thanks, Batman. Like, like you thought this was a good thing. And then there's this flash. See if I can slow them down. But nothing. This shit. It's so stupid. And then we jump to Aquaman. Yeah. And, and this is a trying big part to take of down it. the gigantic monster yes. thing. And you see, like he has his trident. Aquaman has a trident. They are dumb as a stump. Uh, they, they are well, it's attacking. The thing is, it's not the trident the that he normally has either. No, I know. And they're just. And I don't know if this, this is. I'm telling you, we talked about this before, where. This is very disjointed to me, and I had an issue with one thing. Then we talked about another because yeah, one so woman has problems. the Bolt of Zeus, which was yep. a thing in the Justice League of America title. Yeah, that was in the JLA book. And uh, Aquaman got Poseidon's trident, which is not his own, which is the one we have here is yep. not the one he normally has in no, his comic. This is, so, this is definitely something lifted from the JLA. Exactly. It, it is. This the, is the just things a that continuation. Go on. I think that when we were wondering, like with Hitch, oh my god, Hitch. Uh, why would they put him on this book? I really think that they had this next arc, and maybe it was done. Maybe the script, the art, especially his art here, and him yeah. being on the art here is odd anyway. Especially the first half. And um, it does seem like they were like, okay, we have to cancel what's left of JLA because we want to repurpose it for this book. And it has to be because, like you said, this it, we have not seen no. this fucking – the, the, the bolt, bolt of, of Zeus, Zeus since then, and that was supposed to be back in continuity. And I think that was the last issue yeah. of Justice League of America where and we finally saw it. This. And that, like you said, but who knows? And, that book was delayed so much. My yeah. memory goes sometimes. Yeah, really. So then you have uh, fucking Flash with this great dialogue. This thing's spitting out seafood. Could Aquaman try talking to it? And then tries to get people to move. 
by waving his arms real fast. Yeah, tornado effect. Yeah, but it's not even like a tornado effect here. It doesn't even look like he, it. Maybe he's putting up a blockade. Yeah, I don't maybe. know. It's he's just, just re- kind of pushed people just back. It's ridiculous. As now, freaking cyborg opens up boom tubes. Yeah, cyborg then opens up boom tubes, and again, it's as if they're these people. This monster is controlling them. This this alien. Oh yeah. Why is the alien going to control? Once these boom tubes go up, don't you think the alien's going to be like tell them to stop? I, or I, move? I couldn't tell you all what the this, aliens all do. this alien because you think that they must be possibly going to the alien for yes. whatever purpose. They're being harvested by. They're going to go har- Why doesn't the alien just move? Why doesn't it move two blocks down and tell these people to come? And then Cyborg's going to have to keep moving the boom tubes. It, 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 it's just there for nonsense. I don't know how smart this alien thing is or, like, you know, if it's programmed just to do one thing. or We don't know anything about this well, alien or what it's there for. We don't that know. It's, but there yet it's it gigantic be, and it's there to yeah. harvest the human race. And really we get that very forced as well. But I think there's weird things as you're going where it seems like when when Brian Hitch writes some things sometimes, what seems to me is like in the middle of writing, he realizes something that's to throw it in because then at one point he's like, hey, Flash says, can't you just boom tube this fucking thing to Apocalypse? No, I tried that already. It didn't work. He's too big. When did you try this? I want to see this. You don't tell me retroactively about what you've done. It's so bad. It, it is really bad. And then, yeah. And, and Batman, then, we're going to find its brain. Yeah, well, before oh, yeah, that. You're going to negotiate the terms Aqu- of surrender? And Aquaman and, and Wonder Woman are bashing the shell. We can't get in. It's too strong. Then you see there are definitely looks like soft spots all over. Why are <laughs> they trying to get through the shell? And then they say, we're, we can't seem to hurt it. Maybe we have to go inside to negotiate with it because you know when you want to talk to something, you go inside it to its brain. Oh, I know. Like, oh, that if always I, if works, I come right? across somebody who doesn't speak English, I immediately hack them up to go inside yeah, so I can you, talk you to their, its brain. You cut the top of their head off and start screaming at their brain. And if you can get inside it, you need, and then they say even we need to show it. You know, we have the means. We'll need to find some softer parts. Why wasn't Wonder Woman and Aquaman doing that already? Plus, don't go for the shell, don't Yeah, and now at this point, you've already attacked it. What are you going to do now? And I think this thing would just laugh at them. Really, it's like, you know, but yeah, they have to go in and it's supposed to be a badass Batman moment. We're going to, we're going to negotiate the terms of its surrender. And you're like, what? Yeah, badass Batman. <laughs> so then we go back and there's Clark and Lois and they're hanging out. They're watching it. They are legitimately sitting there. Watching what's going on, and there's, there's Clark. He's just standing there and they're looking at John. And, you sure you, you know want me what? to do this, baby? And it's just weird. And then Lois has this little speech about, you know what? When the, the Superman died, when their Superman died, they realized that they were that the Justice League were just people. Yeah, gifted, but still human. And I'm thinking to myself, mostly. What? And, and but I'm thinking to myself, where are you? Get, you are watching a city get destroyed. And you're talking about, oh, yeah, you know, this is what they thought. Why? What does that have anything to do with this issue? Her saying, yeah, when Superman died, they realized that you guys were just, or they were mostly human. It doesn't even make sense in this. This is something that they might have said that it's forced in there. It doesn't make sense right here. This is not something I'd be saying to you if me and you were sitting there. We see the Just League fighting. This would have been something we... This We're not very deep people though. when we have conversations. No, but with I'm one saying another. this is them. This is just Brian Hitch being told you. You have to mention 
the whole thing with the new 52 You've got Superman. a shoehorn and the new Superman. And this is such a weird thing to say while you're doing this. Oh, oh the city's being destroyed. You know what? They don't see the Justice League as, as you know, superheroes anymore. They're just human. Whatever. Lois, no, nobody sees out. anything because they're goddamn freaking taken they're being over. attacked. And it's just this weird. And that's like supposed to convince Clark to go? And he's like, you're Superman. You make a difference. Gives him a kiss. Eh, I guess he's... <laughs> That's all we, he wanted. <laughs> then we go to China. <laughs> we yeah. go to China, and there's Jessica and Simon. And I'll admit, when I first saw them, I'm like, oh, you know, that's cool. I like seeing them on the team and going. But they're dealing with an earthquake in China. And kind then, of. That's the third well, earthquake. I don't it even seems know. Like, it it like seems they like they're done. I don't know what that, that's the third earthquake in as many days. I don't know what they were doing. Are they just flying over, and they know that an earthquake is happening yeah, now? I don't know. Is that Maybe something they were that doing... they were dealing with? Well, it Does seemed it constantly to me... go back to China? No, I, it seems to me that they, they're supposed to have been called there by, you know, whatever, the ring. They go yeah. there, they see, uh, and then they're like, I don't know, natural. We are so late. They're going to go to the Justice League. Jessica says, God damn it, the first time they call us, and we're going to be late. And I said to you... Why wouldn't the rings have called them in? This is in my a, mind, the ring would call a, them in yes. for this more than an earthquake, this which is, is, a is a natural huge, phenomenon. This is an alien invasion, a alien invasion destroying a city. And I don't even want to get Green into. Written all over. Yeah, I don't even want to get into all oh, New York, China. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that these rings would have alerted them. If anything, the ring would have told Simon or Jessica split up. Yeah. You go to New York, see what's going on. Nope, it doesn't even seem like the ring had anything no, to do with it. priority report, you show up here, yeah. shit is going down. Yeah, it's just like, oh my god, we're late for the Justice League. Fuck you. That, 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 I'm going with my notes. Fuck you, bitch. Because, <laughs> yeah, and then she, there are people dying. And Flash is nice, but Batman scowls. And then Simon's like, ooh, we got to deal with that. Red Lantern mess him, please. Oh, yep. New York, what, what about China? But what, the thing what is, though, we got this Jessica. We're not there yet. What are you doing to me? Yeah, I, it's just... And then it's Red Lanterns, please. Get the full scoop in Green Lantern. No. No, just, I've read it. I haven't gotten the full scoop yet. Police no, hasn't shown up on That's what I'm Earth. saying. That's why uh, a lot of this seems very hokey in the, the timing of everything. And we said... That, that fucking Thunderbolt. I see it again. Oh, yeah, me too. But I'm saying, that did not... The callback to Red Lanterns and what Jessica and Simon okay. are doing... It's okay. It, it didn't need to be it there, It didn't though. need to be there. That's what I'm saying. They just get the... They should have, have gotten... Have them the, be there from the get-go, but you couldn't because those pages were already to done. To me, why couldn't it have been... Yeah, and this was shoved in. Yeah. Why couldn't they have gotten the call from the ring... They get there, and when they get there, they're like, oh, shit, the Justice League's already here. Uh, what are we supposed to do now? Are we supposed to be involved? We never really, you know, Hal yeah, told Hal us to go us there. Us. Hal kind of told us that. Are we part of the team? I would have liked that. I would have liked, like, Jessica, like, getting a little anxious and, oh, my God, uh, I, I, I don't want to look bad or whatever. Oh, yeah, I'm saying there, there's no character moments that we have gotten from no. Green Lanterns from Jessica or Simon no. in this really, except for Simon being pissed off even and no if, one's talking to him. Yeah, even if... They got the ring, called them, and told them this was going to, you know, we see this alien, because they would have gotten a, a pretty, you know, early warning. Yeah. They would go try to do something. They were the ones who couldn't penetrate it or something. Then the Justice League shows up, and they're like, oh, my God, now we're going to look bad. And then the whole issue just ends up with Superman showing up, them working as a team in a better way to do something, and then have, and even have this as the first half, the second half of them going back to the watchtower and try to work out some things. Hey, you know what? Hal told us about you. We're really good. You know what, Simon? We recognize you. We tried to arrest you, or, you know, I guess you're better, whatever. And you, you don't get any character moments here. No, because it, from where we're dealing with uh, Jessica at the moment in Green Lanterns, while, you know, they say Red Lantern stuff's gone, yeah. 
Jessica cannot concentrate enough no. to create a goddamn construct properly, and here she is going headfirst oh, into yeah. a goddamn alien. No fear. No, no fear at all. And yeah, you don't get any sort of thing. All you get is the generic force. You know, they arrest. They tried to arrest me once, or they arrested well, me. I tried she's to like, kill I tried him. to kill him, and that's all you get. And I just. This whole thing, it, and, I'm t- and then on top of it, we have to, like I said, shoehorn Superman in. So we, in the middle of everything's going yeah. on, we have to have a flashback to everybody mourning the loss of Superman and thinking about bringing the yeah. new Superman they're, in. They're up in the Watchtower, and again, this is something you said it's shoehorned in. It it comes at a really odd time, and you see that the rest of them are still upset. Wonder Woman's devastated, and Aquaman's moving in for a date. Yeah. It's like, oh, you okay? He's got his arm around her. I know that he has. And where's Mara? Where's Mara, Uncle Man? You son of a bitch. Diana's going to be you his girl on the side. And his watchtower woman. That's his watchtower woman. That's zip code uh, territory right there. Once you're on zip code, yeah, watchtower's mostly really, on zip code. Yeah. And there's Batman, who, of course, is going to lead the way. And they're like, oh, you trust this guy, this new Superman. And really, to me, number one, he shouldn't. Uh, but he should at least just, you know what, we got to find out. I'm telling you, we're going to talk about this in the next issue, like with Batman. With Batman, yeah. But what we have here where he wants to, he doesn't exactly trust the Superman yet. He wants to keep him close so he can find out what he wants. I see this being the same thing that he's doing with Gotham and the Gotham so Girl. I think that that's how it's That's why I'm okay around. with the way he acts with them but and Batman. The problem is I don't like it in Batman because it's not really that spelled out. There, We'll get to that then. I think that That's just me knowing like the now. Batman going forward. This is what Batman would do. He would bring them close. And I'm telling you, when he's not around them, he's coming up with a contingency plan to take them it's out. It's weird with when he leaves them straight up with Gordon. And, Gordon was and, Batman. He could take care of himself. No, <laughs> no, he can't. And uh, but then you go. They they get to the brain. And at one point, at one point, Cyborg even says like, "I found this big cavity with central." Da-. He says everything, but I found the brain. Yeah. And why? Why not? Why not just say I I've located the brain? Because Flash they, has to say that. Yeah. And I think I this said, is the brain central. Yeah, I think this is the brain central. Did you not know that? I I got so angry. I'm thinking that they're like, we got to find the lungs. It's a little hazy here, but I think I found these two big balloon-type things that inhale and exhale air. And uh, Is that the lungs? I'm not sure. It's so stupid. And they get to the brain. We don't even know how they got into this goddamn monster. We get to the brain. In the meantime, it seems like the only person who's going to really talk to him is is Aquaman, who really doesn't need to be next to the brain. Maybe you can say the hard shell stopped it, but we've never seen that before either. You know and what I'm, I'm saying? You, though, this is an alien thing that I can't consider to be like a marine life well, of some sort. That's why, I don't know. That, no, that's why you had the forced thing where Flash yelled, this thing is spitting out seafood. Maybe Aquaman can talk to it. That's all that was forced so you can go, okay. It's a, mind, I really think that there'd be no way that he'd understand anything that it no, says. It's, it's an alien. alien goddamn language. Yep. And before, even and then. just emotions he could feel. But That's the thing. In, in Aquaman, Jeff Johns' big thing was he said he doesn't talk to them. He can kind of give them a little push to a certain direction, do this. Now this you can say, oh, this is more intelligent. But now you're getting into the whole realm of why could, you know, maybe he shouldn't be able to talk to them. Yeah, it, it, the it's only alien wife. The only thing I'm going to go back to is I thought actually of Animal Man when he went into space. Yeah, yeah, I like that. That's different animals. in my mind, though. But, yeah, the whole thing of – That's only, green of that – I mean, red of that world. Really, you want to talk about the only reason that it appeared to be like a crab-type thing is only so that Aquaman, you can at least suspend some disbelief and go, okay, it's kind of – 
but it's that, overwhelming him, and he can't yeah, really do anything kinda, except for find out exactly what its intentions yeah, are. Yeah, and I, he's reading it. I can hear it. <laughs> I can hear it thinking. It's called a reaper, and I think it's here to harvest humanity. And I said to you, if I read your mind right now, is that, are you sitting there thinking, hey, I'm Eric Shea, and I'm here to party? Personally, I think that a lot, just yeah. to myself to remind yes, me. To you. Well, maybe you would be okay. But this I'm a bit of a thing, dummy. Really, if anything, yes, I would think that we don't know. That's the other thing, though. We don't know the level of intelligence of this no, reaper. And this thing, honestly, it seems like it is something that was built by some other alien race that well, it does not really have its own consciousness. If it is, and if it is, say, a, yeah, it says it's a reaper. But if it's there, then yes, I can think to myself that it is one of those animals where, like a fish, is swimming from back and forth from a fucking, you know, one side of the, the aquarium to the other. It only has one thing in mind. If that was what all I I don't know what this is, but it keeps repeating harvest, harvest, and then Why I'd be does like, the alien okay, speak English. Yeah, I don't know, <laughs> but I'd say at least like okay because it's that. But then he gets into it's fucking taunting people and yelling shit and whatever. But yeah, then then Cyborg gets dark and says maybe I can open a boom tube inside the brain and move that somewhere in Hackensack. But he's already said over and over again that he couldn't. Before. Well, the whole thing he couldn't. No, no. He said before when they got in there, hey, why don't we boom to, to oh, the Oh, yeah, he's, he's too I overwhelmed. I have too overwhelmed. I'm redlining already. Now he's got... Know what you wrote two pages I don't know. Ago. Before they're talking about negotiating, now they're talking about killing Yeah, it. well, not... At this point, they're really not even saying that. Well, he is. He's getting dark. Then all these squid things go flying out. I don't understand where they're coming from because you don't really know. We've seen – I thought that all of these would have already been out. Maybe these are – I don't know. Who but knows? The, and then fucking Flash – We don't know enough about this no. thing. We know it's and here to harvest the world, but Flash is it there yells, for everybody in New York or yeah, the entire world? I don't world? know. Well, Flash yells action scene, people. What? Thanks, Flash. Yeah. And then that's when uh, Cyborg's having problems. And now you can say like maybe this alien – did that to distract Cyborg because then he says, I can't keep these boom tubes open. Now you're getting to the point where this seems to be hyper-intelligent, yeah, where it knows exactly what's here. going on. And uh, that's when the Green Lanterns show up, and they just bust through. They use Construct. They're killing all of these fucking squid fucking head suckers. And, Face huggers. Yeah, and then uh, Flash yells, green stuff, Jessica's here. <laughs> Thanks, Flash. <laughs> I, I actually would have liked it if he, in the spur of the moment, thought it was Hal. Like, he's so used to that. Like, oh, my God, Hal's back. I'm surprised it wasn't back. a fuck up at the dialogue at yeah. that point. And, yeah, I would like that, though. Like, oh, my God, Hal's back? And then it's them. Oh, yeah, I forgot. But, yeah, all the, this whole thing, uh, Simon is the third wheel. The third wheel's bad, right? Not yeah, the fourth third wheel. wheel. Third wheel. <laughs> Three wheelers were out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, tricycle. I like tricycles. Uh, Simon shows up, and it's his whole thing. She's not alone. <laughs> He's so he's left in the dust, but it kind of at least that kind of plays into that they know who Jessica is. I'll give them that. Uh, but then the worst part: Superman comes busting in, heat vision ablazing. Yeah. He is going to town. He has no idea what their plan was. He's already said, "Oh, I don't know, Lois. They might not like me. I might not fit in. I'll, I'll have to eat lunch by myself." <laughs> and now he's just going to bust he's not gonna in. Like, let me sit at the lunch table. That's right. He's going to bust in, fucking just shooting things and he then he, blazing. and then gives them orders. He yells yeah. out, "All you, all of you. We're <laughs> killing this goddamn thing right now no matter I've what you're doing. Everything you've had. Yeah, they may have just been figuring out that this is an alien who got lost Ended up on Earth and is scared. And yes, and he's so scared. But yes, <laughs> scared. maybe it's done destruction, but it's one of those where, hey, you know what? 
that way and they point in the space, go back or whatever. No, he just comes in and starts firing laser blast out of his eyes, heat vision. Then you get a team picture of all of them attacking at once. Which is so weird to me because in Because this, they weren't next to each other at that no, point? No. At that, this point, you can kind of maybe fudge it a bit, but the Superman in this book, which actually really makes me believe that this is a lot of this is just a continuation yeah. of JLA stuff that was already done. It's the, the Superman presented in this is the new 52 Superman. That's weird. It's so weird. It's got the red boots and everything, and in this and he could, actually has a, like the connected belt. You, yeah, and even if you went and were je- and and look at Simon, Simon looks so like not well done. No, you know what I'm saying. It looks like that's like that was pegged. That's where Hal would have been, and they had to kind of adjust and they freaking like they a did a little drawing over. Yeah, top they did it. a little where, and then you had Jessica there, but it's weird. It's really weird. I don't like it, but then, yeah. And then the next panel is just another. Why do they show the same picture again of the crab over <laughs> New York, yet now it's just cropped? It's the same one. It's yeah. all, the same thing we got at the beginning. It's like we need to. Everything is Gotta cut remind and paste. people. It's cut and paste. I'm telling you. And then, yeah, then these people, the, the fucking face huggers go, and they're like, what's going on? Cooking dinner. <laughs> and then you get Superman where he's going to explain I scanned it on my way, and it seems to be techno-organic. I pinpointed some crucial systems to disabled. It will regenerate in time, I think, but we've heard it for now. I'm like, oh, yeah? What? Yeah, what are you getting with the super sight there, <laughs> fucking Superman? You sure Jesus know a lot Christ. about this thing, Usually Superman. you can look in and see I don't a, trust a, you now. a guy is in the bank vault. Now he's he's got this <laughs> fucking crazy shit. He's got telepathic vision. Oh, my God. And then it's it's there. This is the best. They're still inside, and they're just yapping. They're inside it. And there's Aquaman. Inside oh my God. talking shit. It's still talking. It says it's not alone. Now it's like, now it's gotten hurt. Now I'm going to get my big brother. Yeah, and but it's also, oh, my God, they hurt me. So let me tell them our future plans. <laughs> now you're back to it being dumbass. I think what it would be saying is, whew, it's like you got a hot foot. Ah, you're yelling. And I think it would just be pure emotions and reacting like, all Aquaman has to say is, oh, my God, it's angry. And then, actually, I'd like him to pass out so he can yeah. shut his fucking mouth. But he's so overwhelmed because of the emotion and everything it's doing. And, uh, yeah, then you get Superman who looks like he has an eye patch on. And he's like – Batman. Eh, Batman, I mean, yeah. And he starts yelling at something that cannot hear him. You were in a brain cavity. Uh, Aquaman has not talked to him. Just Aquaman is just a brain peeper. cavity talking shit. Yeah, talking shit. This is mercy. Leave. Tell the other Reapers. Tell everyone and everything like you that this world's protected. And then Superman, right, whatever doctor. comes, will face us. Uh, they are talking to themselves. And then they gather. They're like, hey, everybody, group, group shot. Group photo time. Group shot. And then, yeah, then it's all trash talk. Flash, consider yourself warned. Aquaman, who a minute before needed fucking Midol, he's about to pass out. We stand guard here. We're the Justice League. Run, run. You're in in this guy's fucking brain. Then the next thing, you don't know that they got out. And I would think this thing was already going. They're in space. Yeah, they're in space. I would have loved it. it. I would have loved it. They go past the moon. Fucking Batman dies. (laughs) He jumps out. He's dead. And, you know, anybody who cannot breathe in space, done. It's, and that's everybody in my mind. No, yeah, no, Green Lanterns. They're oh fine. yeah, they're good. They're fine. Uh, but yeah, then you have them, and uh, it's again. Then you have them all there in New York. Hey, also I love it too. They're they're just it's like a powwow between yeah. them. They're not checking anybody. They're like, oh my god, you know, this is something. This feels like the start of something bigger. 
<laughs> yeah, really? Thanks, Aquaman. And then we'll be ready, Arthur. And already, if you look, Superman is already fucking sneaking away. Oh, yeah, he's I, not I, here for that. Now, this is what happened. He got to eat at the table. He realizes that's not the cool table. Not he's at like, all. Listen to these they're, guys. They're talking about D&D. I was going to say, they're talking about D&D and ElfQuest. <laughs> they're like, what the <laughs> fuck is this? Jesus Christ. Yeah, when I was reading so ElfQuest like, in uh, junior high, I sat at the table by myself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Big fat kid reading ElfQuest. <laughs> then he's like, hey, we'll be ready, Arthur. And then Batman turns to Superman. Will you, after all this, I'll be around. Oh, that, that's how you're ending it. I'll be around. And then, yeah, then this it really bothers me oh, that he stresses a new 52 yeah. Superman. In this. Well, then uh, Brian Hitch has to show us that he has a sense of humor and gets it. So the Wonder Twins did well. Hal Jordan was right about you. And then, yeah, you were great. There's fucking Simon standing right here, dude. And I don't like Jessica. <laughs> yeah, Jess, you Jessica were great. does not look like Jessica right there to me. No, no, no. And again, that could have been boom. Get Hal out of there and then just put those two. It really could have been whatever because they're just standing there. Then you get the newscast. Oh, we were almost killed. Everybody was almost killed, but we were saved by our heroes, the Justice League. Group photo another, time again, guys. Another group photo. And I just want to punch this screen right now. I, I wish that I got this book digitally and it was late. So I didn't have to read it till next week. I, I really, I really hated it. I really did. It, it we said it all along. It, it seemed like something that would have been the JLA. We think it was. We think yeah. it was just reconstituted to be this. And not once did I say, "Oh man, this is fresh. This is new." Especially people who went from Jeff Johns to this, and also was reading JLA. Actually, more somebody was reading JLA like me and you. This is a slap in the face. It really is. Because to me, you didn't even get that guy's story finished, and then you get this garbage, and you can't be confident going forward. Yes, Tony Daniels on art, so it's kick-ass. Probably, I can't wait for that. But the story, it's the story. There exactly. is not. There's no. There's nothing. And the no, dialogue's we went, off. The, everything's off. We went on and on for when the original Rebirths came out, number one issues, how everyone felt like it was setting a tone for everything we're going to get going forward. Yep. After this tone was set, I don't want it. Mm -mm. I want Jeff and, Johns to come back from whatever the hell he's doing and start writing fucking Justice and, League again. I mean, really, if you want to go full out, the this this rebirth needed to do two things, and it did. You have to get the pre-Flashpoint Superman involved, and you got to get the two new Green Lanterns. So you yeah. get that. That's what it was supposed to do. That's all you need. There's a lot better ways than this. Way this better. It could have been a low-key, like you know, tone-setting issue instead of yeah. get this gigantic and, battle. That was terrible. And of any of these rebirths we've gotten so far, the Justice League with a one shot, it's great. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is the one book that you can have a completely one shot deal, an adventure of the Justice League. Oh, yeah, say, we did okay, that the last two issues, though, this, with Lex and freaking Robin. Yeah, this has to throw in this, we haven't seen the last of that. Like, that to me was just like, fuck you. I, I hope Do not continue it. this, please. You don't need to. You just needed them to have some big threat. Like it's just the block. The building blocks could have been there. I'm Me telling and you, you both said we would have rather have had something quick, and then the rest of them go. They you all give, go to the watchtower. You give me an issue where it's just them in the watchtower, putting the put, trying to put the pieces back together with the team after the Dark Side War and Superman's death. Yes, and that's and having the new characters come in. That's all I need. Just them and the, talking about things. Yep. How and the, where's Shazam? Well, where the fuck well, is Shazam? I was just gonna say where's before Lex? that, before Shazam, the the problem I have is that I can't say that even in the JLA, 
uh, Hitch is not very good with characters. His no. characterization's terrible. Everything is just, you know, look at me and I'm going to tell you what's going on. And um, that's the problem. I think that if they all went to the Watchtower, we said the Green Lanterns walk around with Cyborg. They're all in all. Like, Jessica would be fucking, you know, Simon, he's seen the shit. He was in the fucking, you know, edge of oblivion. Yeah. Jessica going up in the Watchtower would just be so much fun to see in all of her being in space and or, doing or this and that. Clark talking to himself about the differences between this Watchtower and the one he knew back on his other yeah, Earth. that. And how about that whole thing with Lois being with Batman, saying, you know what, I, I was here, the, the Superman that you knew and loved died, and I'm here. Something is connected. What do you think? And there's Batman. The detective would be right on with that. It didn't matter if he trusted pre-flashpoint whatever but just the you know and even have the things like batman says something and and clark just kind of smiles and what's so funny son of a bitch like you know what yeah you'd be like you know what that's what my batman would have done and stuff like that or him do something completely different even if you went to this whole thing of the trusting batman now and he's like hey you know what you know i my intentions are good i am so yeah yeah i know you're in it's like cool Bruce that I know wouldn't be so, you know, caring or something. I would have loved that. But you did mention, and you said to me earlier, Shazam's not here. And you really do think that that's signaling that he's going to have his own book. I would think so. It's he weird. has to have some kind of aftermath about what happened to him in the dark side world. Because mm. I don't even know how his powers well, are right now. In Shaz- my mind, his Shazam, powers could yeah. be gone and he could be trapped in yeah. the Shazam body well, with I mean, no powers. Shazam, though, he was in JLA, right? No. I know. That's that's why he's not here, I think. It's really weird. There's so many things that point to that, though. I was told this book wasn't delayed. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like it was that supposed to come out now. Up. It was supposed to come out now, but it never said like that it was you know, repurposed. Yeah. yeah, it really does like, feel There's way. no reason in my mind that Lex should still not be a part of this team. No. And you know what? I would have liked to have you know those guys. I would like to have had Lex show up, have a little bit of a no-no. I'm part of the Justice League. We have a Superman. I'm Superman now. Yeah. And have that whole thing and even carry over with the whole uh, pre-Flashpoint not trusting him a little and it's that. A but, from action and comics also it would be even. great for Lex to show up and Batman trust Lex. Yeah. And and maybe that would have been the way to get that whole thing because they are really pushing that these books are supposed to be more interconnected than they ever were. Like you have a, a Batman where he's has villains from other, this whole thing. They've been spelling this out for the last couple months about how they don't want to have the Superman who does his things and it doesn't affect. You could have had the reason why pre-Flashpoint Superman finally says, okay, I get it. This Lex isn't as bad as I thought. Batman, trust him. And, and my Batman, I know, would not trust a guy yeah. who shouldn't be trusted. You have a lot of opportunities. And I do see in that last group shot – uh, non-connected belt. <laughs> it's like because that would have been the last thing. You well, know, I'm that, saying, that though, thing at the end is just added in. Yeah. It's. I'm saying though the red red boots are there still though. Yeah, I know. It's. I, oh my god. Five out of ten, Eric. I give a five, five out, out of ten, ten is for me five, as well. Fuck you, five. I I just I. It's just driving me nuts. And if anybody, if this is your first time listening, we're not always this awful, the books, but boy. Uh, and if you like this, all the power to you. Enjoy it. I I'm I hope st- you can enjoy it. Yeah, I'm stuck reviewing it. And boy, I, you know, we say this all the time, but it is true. I hope it gets great. I would love to look forward to this book every fucking two weeks. I did when I reviewed it because yeah. I had Jeff Johns at the helm. Yeah, this is my, this is the first one that's bit me in the ass. Yeah. And we kind of knew it would. 
Uh, it was it, Jeff Johns is awesome. We love Jeff Johns. I don't care what. People well, that's say. when I found out Brian Hitchens. On, I dealt with that shit in JLA. I'm no, not doing so it again. I just I am looking at my notes because I didn't really go by my notes. But uh, yeah, uh, that whole thing with yeah, this smells worse than Cyborg's Moroccan night in the Watchtower. Fuck you. I put <laughs> afterwards. Really. It's like a Teen Titans Go talk. Yeah, it, it's there. Yeah, that's oh, there's humor. Yeah, there's there's times and there's ways to go about it. Not this way. That's almost like they're in there and they're like, boy, this this smells like the last time that cyborg shit his fucking pants and, and spread it all over Flash. <laughs> what? It's so bad. Please, Eric, kill me. Kill uh-huh. me. I'll do it, baby. Batman number two. Take you off life support. Batman number two, written by Tom King, art by David Finch, Matt Banning, Danny Minky, Jordy Belair, and John Workman. Tom King continues giving us a Batman book that I want to love but only like. Tom King is taking his time setting up his story and characters, and because of that, the story here just seems a little thin, Riggs. <laughs> I have liked most of the characterizations, and seeing Solomon Grundy was awesome, but even with the cool cliffhanger in this issue, I was left feeling lukewarm about the book in general. Uh, I'm telling you, I do like it. I don't love it, and that's it's bothering me, and I really do. When I go to review this, I, we have talked before where you had told me about digital issues, like you had a problem going into a digital issue because there's not a lot to it. Oh, yeah, it's only so like 10 to pages actually long. say, like, oh, I give it this and that. I, I don't have a problem with that. If I, you know, whatever the deal may be. I'm having some problems with this Batman book of just trying to think at the end, okay, what exactly did happen? What happened that I, I like, didn't like or whatever? Not a lot happens. And, yes, there's excitement and things, but really, we start off. It's already padded out, though. It is. We start off with Solomon Grundy. Well, me and you have been begging. Yeah. To open up the rogues gallery. The only Solomon Grundy we've gotten is the Earth 2 like version, yeah. which I never liked. So I like it. Now, it also kind of gets me angry thinking like this was the, hey, get some shitty villain like Solomon Grundy that we can just throw out there and never see again. Because it does kind of seem that well, way. Honestly, no. In my mind, is get a popular villain that we doesn't really matter too much, but you give him the fan service. Like yeah, we even get the entire Solomon Grundy me, born on a Monday bit. Yeah, as they're doing, which to me was ridiculous. But uh, it's it's Solomon Grundy. This yeah, is what I expect really, when I see though, him because every it's time fun to me. Just, but it's it's six to seven pages long in a twenty page book. Goddamn justice That's statue. Too much. They're fighting at the justice statue. And the, only, the why I say that you're saying the fan service or whatever, the only reason he's here is to have a brute of a villain yeah. that uh, Gotham and Gotham Girl can fight and fight weekly so that Batman can say, come up and sh- say, listen, you're not ready. That's all this is. I mean, what? who else are you going to have? You can't have Riddler show up. They would kill him. They I would, would like to get Amygdala f- back. Well, he was an older you? Amygdala. He was an older Batman villain. It was just like a, a crazed powerhouse. Okay, yeah. Or you could. He was like a dumb guy. He's pretty KG much. KG Beast shows yeah. up. You know, you have some crazy deal. But yeah, you had to have. And I think that what they probably were thinking, like, this could have been Bane. But they've used Bane too much. Oh, yeah, lately, totally. So you don't want to do that. And Plus, I'm telling you, even that Bane and even situation. the KG Beast. They're too smart of characters yeah. to use you. You just need a raging brute, like yeah. Mammoth from fucking Titans Hunt. Yeah, yeah. So, But that's what you have, so he's yeah. going to get I still think that Gotham and Gotham Girl should have beaten the shit out of them, but we don't really know their power set. We don't know how powerful they Honestly, are. Honestly, anything I get from this is that everything Superman has, they have for yeah, some well, reason. Well, that's what you would think just because they fly and the way they look. With and they, have, yeah. they can hear yeah, and they, see everything. They should kill him. They should, they should break his neck. But, you know what uh, the worst part about Gotham Girl and uh, Gotham is to me? 
But I look at that symbol on their chest. You have the, like the standard Superman shield on their chest. Yeah. I do not see a G in there at all when I look at it. Yeah, it's like an old time. I, I don't even know. I'm telling you, it's always, yeah, it reminds me of like when I, when I was a kid trying to look at the Disney logo. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, why is that a backwards G? <laughs> but yeah, that is a G. There's God. There I don't is. see a G in there. Yeah, it is. If you look at the oh, no, one no. where he's look, just there I'm fighting. At the cover. I, I mean, I look you, at look, it. I you can't see where see the it. top of the crest is, is the start of the top of the G. It goes around, and then that crazy squiggly thing is just the old way of doing it. That's just an old typeset G. And which leads again to the whole thing that we were saying is maybe it's something like they have, they're out of time. I don't know. Yeah, I don't I know. Have no idea. But yeah, it really like the way they're dressed really feels like an, like a golden age hero to yeah. me. The best is you don't like the Liberty statue. Uh, no. It it seems to be destroyed now. No, Gotham Girl puts girl it, put there's, it back. That does not put it back. It's still <laughs> like, destroyed. You, you got to do something with that. It's going to yeah. slide off. It's going to slide off. It'd be funny as as they leave. It slides up and kills that bum. <laughs> He's dead now. And that, that's but, the biggest point that Batman was trying to make with this. We got to take him out as fast yeah, as you can. Yeah, he, well, he, he even says it's not even as fast as he can. Batman knows it's just supposed to show you that Batman knows exactly how it plays out. In yeah. 1.2 seconds, he would have died. You have to be quicker. It's not even just the whole. It's like the exact timing. It, it, so Batman tells me that if I'm Gotham, I look at this goddamn wine. I'm like. Good. Gotham yeah, needs less really. of these. Yeah, freaking, you know, that's when... He doesn't the, have a family, Batman. No one's going to miss him. He's like, didn't you know Mayor Koch showed up and he's getting rid of these <laughs> fucking bums? That, that's what we do. But yeah. yeah, you get all the way to this credits page where Batman shows up now. Uh, you see him just waiting there. He's in the fog there. It's kind of uh, cool. It is kind of cool. But yeah, he he surprises him. He flips Grundy. And then, yeah, he boot stomps right on his fucking throat. And he's like, you feel it? You feel how much it hurts? <laughs> And there's Gotham there. Gotham Girl seems to kind of have disappeared at this point. Don't right now, in my mind, she's heat-visioning that goddamn statue. She's putting back it back together again. What is it, that she has to do the work like that? <laughs> you know, that's the house cleaning, baby. You get to that. It's very odd. She like, honestly, as far as long as... As far as I can see here, she might be just be holding that top piece waiting Maybe. for somebody to come help Maybe her. Maybe she's like, she little can... help here. Yeah. Uh, so... Gotham, it's funny too because at that point Gotham seems very happy. Hey, thank you. Even and I'm looking. You know that that mask with the hair out the top is yeah. very out of time as well. I like that mask. Yeah, I do too. But it it does seem the whole thing, the belt and the boots. But yeah, he's there and he's like, hey, you know, thanks a lot. You know, I, you know, I don't understand why are you upset, whatever. And Batman tells him, hey, I interrupted you, you would have caught him, but it would have been 1.3 seconds, and in that point, that bum over there, you see that guy, that fine upstanding citizen, hey, he would have died. And Gotham looks over, and he's, he's upset, and Batman goes off, and it's funny, too, I like how Batman almost like... He's like, yeah, you can fly, so I'm going to show you what I can do. And he ziplines it I out. I can ride a train. It's so funny. So he gets on the train. Gotham shows up and it's like, hey, you know what? I want to be better. It's my city. I Our city. Yeah. I want to do this. Really, it's like what, a little slip up there, it yeah, seems like. A little too. slip up there. It also seems to be, where's Gotham Girl? <laughs> Where is <laughs> little help. He says, I know I need to be better. What about Gotham Girl? And we, little help. Then he says, we want to be better. But it's like, you know, it's too late now. We, we know your game. But he's like, yeah, please show us the right way. And it's weird. I don't. The right way is to get Gotham Girl a little bit of longer skirt there. Yeah, really. I don't really say, in my mind, I know that we're led to think that this is all a ruse. And I really do think that Gotham himself thinks that he's doing the right thing. I don't think he's necessarily a villain. 
But something you, else is going to happen. Own, like the best villains always think they're doing well, the right no, thing. I think though, I don't even see that. Or else you by now, I, I think, just say I think that there's something in that last bit. I think that they're part of that, and they're kind of like a sleeper agent. That's what I think. But like Monster Man? No, well, not even just the Monster Man. I just think that somebody's controlling them. They're not the, the be all end all. These Gotham and Gotham Girl. I think that there's something that's going to flip a switch, and then they're going to go nuts. But we'll see. Are these the Kandorians from Superman, the coming of the Superman? They might be. <laughs> yeah, we go and Bruce is in the Batcave then. And he's, again, he's. The time we saw them, Superman. He seems to be looking at the same things he was last issue. Like, he is really now, it also includes Solomon Grundy and all that. But he, It's everything in my mind that, like, he took, like, visuals of through his mask yeah, and some looking. recording system. It's weird, though, to me, because even the one is the one where they came off that plane. He's talking and it doesn't. I don't know. This dialogue seems a little off for what I think. I don't understand exactly what he's getting at. Because he said, "Hey, I was dead. I knew the options. I knew there weren't options. There's going to be more. There's going to be others, Alfred. No, there, other there was options. You did not have well, to die. Says, there's going to be other planes. There's others, Alfred. Other planes, asteroids, aliens. I won't be able to stop them. I'll die. Then take a place. My take my place. Then he'll die. I can't. There's what nothing I can do. And it, but it's like, is he? Like, it really seems like he's trying to say, like, he's really having a breakdown. Yeah. To me, he's really having a a thing where he might just say, I, and it may get to this. It's Superman envy. And that or, like, a, I can't do this. And I did read an interview with Tom King, and Tom King made a point to say that if Batman thought that he wasn't doing the city good and somebody could do better, he would retire the next day, and I think that's what we're leading at. I don't think it's leading to what we thought the papers. It, these are the superheroes we we deserve, not Batman. I actually think it's going to lead to Batman saying, like, you know what? I'm just going to train them. They're almost I, like I his Batman Beyond. I liked working at that rec center. I yeah. like dating that hot think, ass or redhead. Or maybe he's like, maybe I'm better here. Duke is the one left out in the cold. He's, Seriously. But, and I really, so in these last Duke two issues, issue. Duke has been left in the cold. This is what we thought we were going to get a lot of Duke, and we haven't. But he's there just sitting there, and I'm telling you, he's having a nervous breakdown. He doesn't know what's going on, and Alfred joins in to help, right? He's going to help him out to get him, you know, say, listen, that you know, there's always – you know, everybody dies, Bruce. You know, uh, your parents we, are dead. We know you went you know, your a lot parents of shit are dead. But yeah, and say, listen, maybe even if Albert said, listen, you you died, you came back. Maybe you're rushing this a little too much. Hey, maybe these guys can help out a little. Honestly, Something like that. Alfred should be all about this idea that he yeah. wants to train these people to do it because not only has Batman died, but before that, Damien died, and they yeah. went through hell to bring him back. And then, and then Batman shoulder died. Pads. Shoulder pads, shoulder pads, Troy, died. and we are Robin died. So yeah, maybe he would be the one to say right now. Listen, I know it's weird. I don't understand. We, I and know we don't how, trust these people, but maybe this is the solution. Maybe you know for how no. distraught he was when he did not want Batman to find. I mean, yeah. Bruce to find out that he was Batman before. He wanted him to have a normal life. Here he doesn't like. Look, I I stopped giving a shit about you. Yeah. You're gonna go up to that it party. Some kind like of people asking it me. It seems like Bruce right here. I'm telling you, he is at a crossroad. Yeah, where he wants not that he needs guidance, but this is where he needs somebody to kind of he needs Alfred to start acting like the Alfred we've seen. And Alfred's basically like, oh, and here it is. Well, that's all very intriguing, Master Bruce. He's like, fuck you, Bruce. And Bruce is there. He is he's in the conundrum. I like this issue more than you, but Alfred in my mind here, which even though people love it, they feel it's a callback to some old Alfred. Yeah, but. 
This is the worst part of the book in my well, opinion. And you said to me, and I agree fully, call back to Alfred, old Alfred. The situation of what Batman is now and where we've come and from where does we've not exactly demand it. Yeah, not at all. It doesn't go it does with not that. True. This would be like you have in the Superman book, John is in the desert, he's fucking dying of thirst, and Superman's there with the fucking water. Drinking the water. Yeah, drinking the water. Who was the contest? <laughs> or all those, all those awful Superman things. It, yeah, it doesn't fit. So it really doesn't Superman fit to me. Jerk. But yeah, oh, I know. And he's like, oh, you know what? There's 250 guests in the Morrison room here for the Children's Hospital Gala. I understand I don't be that. In the Morrison room. I, yeah, the, I said that that the Grant Morrison room, which is it is a call out. He said yeah. he loves Grant Morrison. That is the most pretentious fucking room in the Wayne Mansion <laughs> and uh, most confusing room. Yes, it is. It's the confusing. tables are on the ceilings. What happens is, you, yes, you go in there and the Tables are on the ceilings, but God damn it, don't say anything about it. You pretend that that's how they're supposed to be because yeah. if somebody walks in there and goes, oh. I don't get it. I don't get this. Uh, you're dumb. Yeah. You say, or no, not even that. Say, you know what's really stupid? Having fucking tables on the ceiling. You just don't get it, do you? <laughs> and they all go to the corner and Where's talk the about the anti-life Wayne equation. They're like, oh, here's the anti-life equation. Hope a minus plus B, life minus. Hope minus life plus pretentiousness equals fucking assholeish. I don't know. It just the whole thing. You it could have been played out better. Yeah. You don't need Alfred. Alfred comes in and says, "Hey, Master Bruce, we we got this gal. Why does he keep having these galas? Really, I know that he has to, and he's doing this, but really." And, and uh, it just drives me nuts because, yeah, really he could come he's in. He's been working at a rec center the past couple of months. And he can even come in, Alfred, and go, oh, here we go again. And then Batman say it and then him realize and go, you know what? It kills me that we have to do this. I know you hate it. I know you're having a problem. Just please, just let's do this for an hour or so and we'll get it over with and then we'll talk about this because I see yeah. you're upset. No, no, he doesn't. Because you're the father figure, Alfred. This is what you do. And uh, he's like, hey, Alfred, the plain Grundy, two new Superman. And then here's – and Alfred, even the art looks – he is tired and annoyed. He's not amused at all. He's like, I I, I don't want to fucking talk anymore. He's like, yes, Gotham City descends ever into chaos. What a shock. I'd be like, you know what? Give me back that fucking hand I gave you, you son of a bitch. (laughs) Let's see you fucking hook. Actually, the hand it's taking over. This is not yes, actually Alfred. This is be. whoever's hand it like, is listen taking here, over. Captain body Hook, part get style. Get the fuck over. That, that, maybe that's what it is. And we find out who is the most miserable person in the DCU. Would it be like a Bane? Like a yeah. Solomon Grundy? Um, Batman? Huh? It's fucking Batman's yeah, old hand. Much. Jesus Christ. And yeah, and, he's, and he has to. And there still are 250 guests who have been waiting an hour now. And, and Bruce looks over. He's pissed. Yeah. Fine, but I'm not staying. All right, but I'm sitting. That's the problem, though. It makes the way it spins around. It even makes it makes Bruce then seem like a little child, and I don't think he is. I I'd be pissed too. I'm like, you know, and another shock, sir. How my heart survives, I'll never know. I'd be like, yeah, let's see how your face survives. My fucking (laughs) fist, you old man. Uh, it, I just, I didn't like Worst part of the book in my no. mind. So then we go, and there's Gordon. Gordon's hanging out with his pipe, smoking his goddamn pipe. His secretary comes in. She's like, hey, you know, and you get it. It's dark. It's late. He's been working. Hey. I think the you're... pipe is just a reaction to everybody telling him to act his age when he was Batman. Maybe. Fine, Maybe. I'm back to normal now. Pipe time. And that, I don't know if anything is a uh, 
PSA against pipe smoking. It's this book. Boy, he's aged that fucking 30 years back. It's all the <laughs> pipe. But yeah, Barbara's called. He's like, hey. and it, I don't know. Tip. Is it? Yes. Is, is it one of those things where it's supposed to show you like the the same things going on with Gordon? I don't know. What is he even doing? It looks Paperwork? like work. Yeah. But you know what I mean? It looks like it's supposed to be something like if you had a case that he couldn't solve and he was trying to do that, I get it. But he's just kind now, of sitting in my there. mind. He leaves here. He goes home. He's all alone. And that idea keeps him in the office later than he yeah, has to be. He's just there. It, well, even later, he seems to like say that it, the guy bled all over his overtime charts like he's, he's working paperwork. Actually, what happened is. Uh, when he was, when Maggie was the commissioner, right. she was awful. That's why she got fired, Eric, because she never did her fucking <laughs> That's why paperwork. she had to transfer to Metropolis. Yeah, they kicked her out. They shipped her off to Metropolis. She never did a goddamn thing of paperwork. Now, Gordon's, he's stuck. He's got fucking an in, in and out pile. It, it's inordinately fucking stacked. He doesn't know what's going on. And, uh, yeah, this guy's, she's like, hey, Barbara called. He's like, oh, tell her an hour and a half, three, whatever. He's a dick yeah, to yeah. her. And then she's like, the guy from the bank's still here. He's been hanging out. So I'll let him in. The guy comes in. And, and to me, I'm like, what a dick. He let this guy. And maybe he's like, yeah, banker's hours. Fucking have these banker's hours, you fucking asshole. But, yeah, the guy comes in. And Gordon's like, hey, this must be important. The bank usually doesn't send anybody too late. Yeah. And I'm thinking to myself, or he's been there for six hours. He was there at 3. It's now yeah. 9 o'clock. He wasn't there when it was late. You made him late. <laughs> this guy is sitting there, and he's like, ah, really, I was lying. It's almost like, uh, Roger, I haven't been totally truthful to you. Well, honestly, at this point, I'm surprised he didn't slit his wrist in the waiting area. Yeah, really. Yeah. Hey, write a note. Yeah. Dear Gordon, I freed Grundy. Where do Monster you get off? men are coming. Where do you get off? Boom. <laughs> but, yeah, he walks in. He's like, hey, I'm not really a guy from the bank. I, I freed Grundy. And then he picks up the letter opener. And Gordon does go for the gun a bit because he goes, take it slow, pal. But that's more of like, I don't know, because he does put his hand on it. Gordon grabs the thing. Why does Gordon let him continue to play with that letter opener? The guy is obviously insane. I just think he would have right now kicked that guy down, disarmed him, and I don't know. I guess you can't really cuff a guy because he grabbed the letter opener, but it's so odd. And uh, I don't know why that letter opener is so goddamn sharp either. That's but what you need a letter opener for. I guess. It's, it's really not that sharp, though. They're usually kind of dull. How many letter openers do you have? I had one at my old John. Basically, you have a tip that's sharp to get yes. in there the rest just boom and it look but it looks like he slices himself across so that's a little nitpick but still why does gordon in my mind he just stabs it in why does Gordon? well you see him slice across and the guy he says no i just see him stab in yeah i don't know the guy he actually says he sliced his throat he didn't say he gordon's stabbed an exaggerator but why is he letting <laughs> why is he letting this guy play with the letter opener what does he think this guy's gonna do with it it's and it's his it's gordon's letter opener this guy has no right to touch it it's just there and it's conveniently there Dude, as well. He's from the bank. And you think he's <laughs> opening letters. That thing is conveniently over at the chair. Well, the thing is, nobody uses the letter. It's opens. funny. It'd be funny if he grabbed that baseball that's there and tried to slice his throat with the baseball. And we're like, boy, you, you are not a smart fella. But yeah, he's like, I freed Grundy. Uh, I did it because the monster men are coming and slices his throat. And then I do like the thing. He's like, the monster men are coming. Aren't they strange? That's and great. I, yeah, I do like that. But he bleeds out, and there's there's Gordon. He's so which leads weird. us to our cliffhanger as well. Yes, yeah, it does. And all of, a lot of things do lead to that. And uh, so Bruce is at the galley. He's dancing with a hot broad, 
And he sees – I like that too. It's like they're tangoing and then he looks <laughs> over, sees the bat symbol and then right away just says the, the – it, he's so non-subtle. He's just a. I got to go. In the middle Alfred, of a dip. I got to go. Alfred and she's like, what? And then, yeah, then you get your two panels of Duke, uh, Duke who doesn't trust – Gotham and Gotham Girl, because Batman's like, As he shouldn't. I'm going to get a hold of them. I want them to see what they're involved with, see what the city is. The city has to know them. They have to know the city. Let's go. And you go where Gordon talking to them. They've arrived first like, because they fly. They show I do up. like the interaction, though, before he, like, when Bruce is opening the clock and going down the elevator. Yeah, it's okay. When, when, no, I mean, when Alfred talks about how he's never trusted anybody because he got him the wrong sword when he was a kid. Yeah. I, I thought that like, was funny. I didn't even like that because it continued this weird interaction between them. Because he's like, hey, I already, they already know about Gordon. And it basically says, listen, they're too super powered for them not to know about this. Um, but him saying they can fly, Duke, they have enhanced vision. How does he know they have enhanced vision? He does his homework. World's greatest detective. Where? But who would know this? Nobody knows them. There is no book. He already they... knows their secret identity. He followed them home and has a listening I device. Guess. That's, that's weird that he said. But that's just a setup later. As and well. who knows what the freaking you know they've talked about like about off panel. Yeah, I, but again, that's the problem. Yeah, I need to see I'll that. Say, but we don't know anything about these characters. No, Matt, and I, I don't think they us. would either. It seemed like when Solomon Grundy he showed up there because they did the plane thing. Yeah, yeah. And he showed up because he didn't trust that they knew what they were doing fully. And he wants to see God how good damn, they are. It's a short skirt. But yeah, yeah. And it's really Gordon is peeping. But even before that, I do go with what you said about him trusting, because he says, as far as trusting them, I don't even trust Alfred. And then Alfred makes a joke out of yeah. it. I really do think that that is Bruce really telling Duke, listen, I don't trust anybody. So no. wink, wink. I, I don't trust them. I want to keep them close. I, exactly. I do think that's it. I um, want to study them more, see what yeah. they do. Yep. And uh, they go, short skirt. And Gordon's you see that there. goddamn thing? Jesus Christ. Yeah. And I'm telling you, they're like right I can above. I see your hoo-hoo. They're right above <laughs> that angle where, and Gordon's looking oh, right yeah. there. And if Gordon yeah, isn't right. looking at that, he's looking at Gotham's package. Because those are some pretty tight pants, too. <laughs> those are like the uh, Chuck Norris action jeans. Definitely. You can do some roundhouses in those. Uh, Batman shows up, says, hey, they're with me. He's like, oh, of course they are. And um, they want to hear what's happening. And, and Batman kind of gives like a little speech of how. Hey, I trust them. They did this. Enough. I don't know what he's playing at. He may have even told Gordon ahead of the, like you said, there should be, there might be off panel things, but there's a Gotham and Gotham girl. Hey, I'm Gotham. I'm Gotham girl. She's Gotham girl. We're pleased to meet you. Gotham girl can't speak for herself. No, she never does. And then Gordon's like with this thing, is it really easier to fight crime with a mask on? I think it would itch. And it's come weird. on, Gordon. And it's only to me is that is that like going to be something like when these masks eventually come off? It's like Westworld and they're fucking <laughs> robots. Is this leading to something that we want to see them without the mask? Like we'll never see them and start to wonder. Honestly, it bothered me because Gordon, you fought crime in a mask for a yeah, while. I know. Get on the trolley, man. It's just that's what I'm saying. It seems to be pointing something out. That you're going to get later of like, oh, that's why they wear It's just weird. But They're yeah. not masks. That's their actual and also, faces. Turn off that fucking light. They're there. Get it off. They, the fucking bat signal. They're there. But yeah, he's like, hey, I have this bit. And also, he, this is the first thing he says to them. He had a guy just bleed out from slicing this throat, and he's making jokes about a mask. But hey, yeah, it's like, Gotham. They, they've seen this shit before. I guess. Everybody's well, dead inside in Gotham. Yeah, he's like, hey, a guy just did that. He admitted to strong grundy right before he slices his throat open and bleeds out on my overtime sheet 
And that's when Gotham Girl gives us the whole thing. Hey, you know what? The people who used the missile on the plane, they were found having killed themselves too. Another suicide attack, another cobra. And I like when God, Gordon, yeah, I don't know. It's, an, <laughs> it's another something. I stopped That's trying. all I can say at this point. And then, hey, he was ranting about the monster men coming. Mean anything to you? Batman says no. And then he really points out to the Gotham and Gotham girl, like, hey, do you know any people who just suddenly appeared in town and could be monsters? It's funny, too. The panel, though, where Batman says no, I really like because he seems angry. Angry? He knows what the fuck it means. That's why he disappears. He doesn't just disappear because. I think he doesn't know. Well, even if he doesn't, he – Remember in the last issue – when Batman knew a week ahead of time about something that Gordon just found out about with the missile, yeah, was like, yeah, yeah. Insult, I think that actually pisses well, even him if he off didn't, he doesn't know, and that's why completely. he left. Yeah, because he leaves, and he's a dick. Because he called Gotham and Gotham Girl there to get them involved, and then just disappears. Yep. And it's to me, it is a – well, Tom King said that's a call out to the Grant Morrison when Superman couldn't yeah. figure it out. I think and even in also, my mind, when Martian Manhunter could never read Batman's yeah, mind. I think, well, he said it specifically. That's why the yeah, Morrison yeah. room's there. This whole issue is like a, you know, hey, Grant Morrison, I love you. Um, it's a Leave love those letter. callbacks out. It's give me a more love story. letter. But I think to me, because it's so stressed and also Batman earlier, hey, the only thing he says, they fly and have super sight. It's so stressed that this is going to lead to it has to lead to some time oh, yeah, where he has to disappear and that's why you you never get the explanation of how he does it but you have it now and Gotham is like this is impossible i see everything when there's a time where they're fighting going at each other batman's going to need to disappear to oh, not yeah. die there you go you have the setup and that's all it seems to me because yeah they're like I don't so understand. So we don't have some fanboy calling out. Yeah, and this say, is oh, this is he bullshit. should be able to see he everything. He has super sight. Yeah. He's already. It's almost like we say when we know that we're fucking. I have a zit face. I show up to school. Hey, look at me, pizza face. You get it out of the way before or they even can if call we're you. Talking on about it. some ridiculous thing in comics. If they say, "Oh, it's magic," okay, I'm good. Yeah, and yeah, and this is almost like a. Uh, it is kind of magic. You're never yeah. gonna find out. You're just going to have to assume Batman has a way. And with Batman, it works. That's all you need, pizza It face. works with Batman, I know. That's what I used to go in. <laughs> hey, look at me. Look at this, Zed. Ooh, I should get a fucking, I have a vestigial twin. Fucking Quados here on my fucking goddamn skin. And then everybody would still laugh at me and I'd go home crying. I was the, I was the crying, the sad clown, Eric. One tear down the cheek. Ah, oh, you know, you've made me sad. But yeah, I think it, I think you might be right. He's like, no. And then he's off. And if he didn't trust Gotham and Gotham Girl, it's weird to me to leave him out there with Gordon. Because who knows what they could be doing? They could be just like, okay, you know what? We're going to see what Batman does about this and snaps his neck. And honestly, though, it, it really seems like a dick move, too. Because have you ever been in a situation where, you know, you call you a friend or your, fr- people, or your yeah. friend calls you and you go out and he's also called some other friends that you don't and know? He and then he leaves. And then yeah. how awkward is that? It is awkward. Sometimes you, you got to get you, really drunk. Sometimes now, sometimes you, you can get a... a what you do right away in that well, situation, bro, really you drunk. people. No, you just start bad-mouthing the guy who left. Like, what a dick making us sit here. You know, I don't know you. And then you open up. You see if he calls him a dick. And then you go back and tell the guy that left. <laughs> yeah, your other friend called you a dick. Then he's out of the picture. You don't have to deal with him anymore. But, yeah, it's really stressed with the thing. And I, I really do hope that Gordon starts chewing tobacco next issue. I want to see the progression of every sort of tobacco and, and yeah, hookah. He's well, got I'm the telling hookah you, when he pipe. Likes- 
when he fit, like uh, fills that pipe and then looks like he cleans it out right away, I think he's still trying to quit. So next issue, like nicotine patches. I, I, he'll have this goddamn pipe now. Very odd. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, he's like, eh. And I do like that, too. It's like, I don't understand Gotham saying this. I don't understand. I see everything that's possible. Gordon had enough. It's not impossible, kid. It's Batman. He's like, fuck you. He even gives him, like, the wave look, off look, I'm and just out. leaves them there. He's had enough of looking up that skirt. Now he's going to go, and then you have this whole thing, and it's like a guy being shown emotions on pictures. Are you scared? Pictures of himself. Yes, Professor, I'm very scared. Are you happy? Yes, Professor, I'm very happy. And it goes down, angry. It's uh, And then it shows that it's Hugo Strange, and the guy looks like he's like looking, he's scared, he's doing all this stuff, and his name's Roger. And I said to you, I was like, this is weird. I'm going to look up the thing, and I do believe that this is either a reimagining of Psycho Pirate or, I mean, it may not even be a reimagining. Uh, yeah, I can't remember where we left Psycho well, that's Pirate the other thing, too. Uh, after he got a, affected by There Brainiac. is a couple Psycho Pirates. There's like three different Psycho Pirates. This would be, if, if I'm right, it's Roger Hayden. Yes. Who actually took over the mantle of Psycho Pirate. He was told about uh, the thing from uh, Halstead. Uh, who was dying, which I have this whole thing about. Yeah, that's the old one. I think, but I think it was yeah. Roger Hayden who we had it? Well, in this uh, New 52 I, I as well. I think that if it is, it's not even I think yeah, this is I think there's a complete reimagining from what we have And the here. whole thing is there's a I just don't know how the Medusa mask is going to play it. But I, I actually think that that's why it's a new thing. I don't think the Medusa masks are even involved. I think that it's going to be some sort of thing like they're doing with these pictures. Yeah, he's an empath. He's just, yeah, he can just control emotions. And that's what Psycho Pirate does. He controls the people's emotions and uh, Roger Hayden at one point had the mask and combined them all into one mask, but it, it hurt him to use it. Oh, yeah. And that's why it kind of seemed like at the end he's kind of in pain. And you have him there. It's, it's Hugo Strange, and he has Amanda Waller and Sam Lane. And Sam and that says... that is so weird to me. That yeah, is actually weird, the but, weirdest thing in But this. again, it's, it's almost like, to me, having Sam Lane was almost like a wink-wink, this is a Superman guy. And I don't know. I, I don't know. Who is Psycho Pirate? Is he more... Wonder Woman in my Wonder mind. Wonder Woman. I, I've seen him with Teen Titans at point, but it's weird. Actually, even not Psycho Pirate, I think that Sam Lane is there and Amanda Wall, and just to show again that... The world being brought hey, together. everybody's together. It's and connected. yeah, Sam Lane says congratulations, but Amanda. The idea, I, I'm telling you, I actually am interested because I just want to know what Amanda Waller yeah, wants well, with Psycho Congratulations, Miss Waller. Well, again, if she wants anything, she just wants somebody to be on the Suicide Squad. I mean, that's an easy solution to think. Yeah, I know, but actually just having Hugo Strange doing these psychological tests yeah. on this guy... But, like, he is behind bars, it seems like. Oh, yeah, and, which, and uh, that's the other thing. Roger exactly. Hayden is a criminal. He yeah. was a criminal behind bars. And I don't even think – I think that they're fucking manipulating him and brainwashing him. Yeah, I don't, so do I. Yeah, that's, it, a, that's Hugo's yeah, bit. Yeah, it's, it's fucked up. And, yeah, we'll see this monster man. And maybe the monster man – we don't know anything really about him. Maybe the monster man is, like, a lot of these older villains. I don't know. We'll I, I couldn't see. tell you. Yeah, but we don't know. That is a crazy cliffhanger, but that's what gets Like, honestly, me. the guy, uh, Bob Castro, who let Solomon Grundy go, it seems to me that Hugo brainwashed him to yeah, do it. Yeah, he brainwashed him to do it. And, if, you that. know, then at the end, you kill yourself. Well, and also with Cobra, because if that's when they were lying dead, and oh, that's yeah. when they examined the clock back. Observe the clock. Observe the clock. He was there. He had done some, you know. Yes, that was Hugo Strange at the end of last yep, issue. That was and Hugo. it's not the clock king, and I'm very disappointed. Yes, yes. Yes, it was. But yeah, um, yeah, it was just, I, it, the ending is really good. It's intriguing to me. Yes, me too. But 
that's what keeps getting me. I don't need like I, all of a sudden we get an issue and then at the end it's Gotham and Gotham Girl holding the plane. We're getting these issues where to me not a lot happens to lead into oh my god this intriguing uh, you know ending you know, and you know then we start again the Batman next and beyond. Yeah, I know. That's what it's it all about the cliffhanger. It's for that all series. about the cliffhanger and really like the Gotham and Gotham Girl. Then you're not going to start right from there. We're not going to start with Hugo Strange in the next issue. I'm sure we're going to go into more of the you know Batman and the stuff, and it's just going to keep going. Batman and investigating some monsters. It's just man. yeah, he wants to find out. Now again, we are talking about him starting the investigation of something that is a crossover story at the end of September. Yeah, that is a long burn. And to me, it seems like it's all—it's—it's it's just a little thin. The story—you have a lot of padding. I do like it though. It's weird. Art. I gave it a six. I gave it a six out of ten. I like the art enough. It's just not wowing me. It, this was supposed to be this like, oh my god, David Lynch is fucking kicking ass. He's oh, yeah. a fucking boom. And nothing. Well, the shit out of everything. There is there is nothing that I see here that I say, boy, that looks awful. But it's just it's there. Yeah. And I did read a thing where they, they but I love his Gordon. Some people don't. I do. I, do. Well. Um, I even liked this. Sam Lane was awesome. I thought I, his Amanda Waller was a little weird, but it's more the characters that he spends his time with. And I do think that he's a great artist. I do like the art. He's one of my favorite the, artists. Nothing is like the Wonder Woman book. You do that. And I think he even's like, oh, I can't bitch at my wife. Oh, you know what? I just story. said fucking Justice League. He, David Finch was not on yeah, Justice yeah. League. Yeah. Who the hell was on that Justice was Jason League? Jason Fabach. Fabach, yeah. that's right. Yes, no, I he was on. He was on with on his Woman, wife yes. on Wonder Woman. But when he was actually on those issues, boy, you were like, holy shit, this is incredible. That's all the, just, that series had going for it. Yeah, and I think that's why he was like, boy, my wife's story sucks. I, I better up, up it a notch <laughs> just so she doesn't get killed. I got to make this look yeah, good. Yeah, really. Uh, but... It just doesn't wow me, and the whole series is is a little slow moving for me, uh, only to get to a payoff at the end. Uh, I that, had a good I had a good time reading this. I hated the Alfred part in the beginning. It didn't seem the ring true to Alfred for me, but I enjoyed the art. And where we are right now, this issue two, I'm still very intrigued. So if we keep getting this slow burn where nothing really happens, my scores will go down because I don't want to get the same thing over and over again. But right now, I think I'd give this an 8 out of 10. Yeah, I think that's way high. Just when I'm looking, you get a fight with Solomon Grundy. Which I enjoyed a lot. Yeah, but again, it was six, seven pages. That is a third of the issue almost, of that with with only the payoff of saying, hey, you would have killed that guy. You're not as good as you think. I need to train you. And you really didn't get much. Then he goes into the Batcave. He dances with a woman. And then the rest is pretty much him talking on the rooftop and then disappears. That's you don't get any if time But I'm intrigued is, though. Yeah. I, I'm really not that intrigued anymore. I really aren't. I I really am not. Uh just seeing Waller like that to me, again, is like one of those where at the end of a Superman all of a sudden you see Doomsday and Dark Side hanging out. Oh right. shit. It, it just seemed too much to to have nothing about. But we'll see. We'll see how it goes on. But yeah, I'm not the only one who's down on it. In no, fact, when you look at the overall reviews for Batman, we are already getting to the point where people are, you know, starting to go pretty low. And the average is lower than, say, Green Arrow and all that stuff. But uh, Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, the next one is a book of yours now. It is Superman number two, written by Peter J. Tomasti, with art by Patrick Gleason, Mick Gray, John Cleese, and Rob Lee. 
In this issue of Superman, Clark puts his son's life in danger by placing him in the proximity to a gigantic octopus and then allows John to harm him in order to get the job done. If that wasn't enough, Clark also knew that John killed the family cat Goldie, but for some reason believes that Lois will be proud of her son for it. If that wasn't enough also, if that was enough fucked up things for you, try to wrap your head around John's blood is also collected or brought to life and assimilated into the eradicator by the Fortress of Solitude. Uh, I'm just looking in general. The Batman 2, uh, the overall score, there were a lot of reviews, too. 26 reviews, the overall right. 7.8. Yeah. And, boy, during the Scott Snyder, even if we didn't like it, they, you know, you'd have average would be 8, 9. Oh, yeah. It's, people are a little off. Uh, I just think it's moving a little too slow. If you would have had those first two issues as one issue, kind of cut that Grundy thing, two pages, same deal where they're fighting and then he does, and, you know, uh, trim the fat. Yeah. Uh, I think that those two would have been really cool issues, but uh, this one isn't, this is one of my favorite books in Rebirth. Super oh, I'm telling you, we talked about this, the uh, Rebirth Report card yes. where this is the one that we like the most. And the weird thing about it is this is an issue where I really like it for certain points, uh, but overall I didn't really like it, and it seemed to me like this was almost like what you would have had a Rebirth issue if it was a full-out Superman, Superboy book. Yeah. Because you, that's what you get. You get Superman, Superboy, they're going to try. It's, it's just weird. One thing that's weird to me right off the bat is they're talking a little about the Justice League. Hey, was it John's like, well, did they show up and ask about me? No, to be honest, they were actually checking on me. And he's like, oh, they told you that? He's like, no, but he's telling John that. So do you, <laughs> do you, do you believe that? Yes. Okay, so they show up. Batman and Wonder Woman show up. Hey, we want to know what your intentions are. He gets a call and basically tells him, hey, fuck it. I'm going. I don't want you to go. It's such a I, weird All I need premise. is my boy. Yeah, it's such a weird way to start that out if you connect it with what he's saying to what happened. They were there, and it is funny because I do think that that's they were looking at him. Remember yeah. when they looked oh, up? Oh, yeah, because I think so. That and in my right mind, when is he that said, when he said, I, all I need yes, is John? That's when he, they said, listen, my, I have my boy. He's kind of got powers. We'll see. You know, and all that kind of jobs. And then, you know, Batman, Wonder Woman looked and at him, you're a terrible father, and yeah, then they took off. They looked up terrible father. Batman's like, finally, somebody who's going to throw kids into the fray. <laughs> I needed somebody. But it's just, it is weird to me to think, and this is not really a knock on the issue per se, really, but it really seems to make him look like a dick to me in Especially front of Batman and Wonder Woman. were, though, like, we had this really strange, like, we started out issue one. John killed a cat, and we yes. dealt with all this terrible emotional shit that John's ashamed. He doesn't know how to control his powers, even though he thought it was a gift at first. Now it's a yep. curse. He doesn't want to. He's afraid of what he will do in the future. And we move away from that, it feels, to get to this big-ass octopus fight yeah. in the Arctic and, and where Superman takes him in the middle funny. of the night. It's funny. You get away from it, but then you have a thing happen that makes it seem like that whole thing with it's Gold, a learning Goldie experience. was just – But it was also that whole thing with Goldie was just a forced setup to what happens because they get there and there's the sub. And to me, really, the sub, the, the fucking gigantic squid uh, means nothing. No, it, it was so well, the thing is, nothing. there's something controlling this yes. gigantic squid. And I tell you, I did this review the next morning. It was already up, and I was in the shower. And I, for some reason, I'm just thinking about it in my head, washing my hair. And I got so scared that this goddamn squid was one of those vagina face squid monsters uh, from yeah. Watchmen. Yep. And I had to freaking before work. I'm like, oh my god, I gotta check what the hell. That, 
Oh, thank God it wasn't, because people would have called me the fuck out yeah. on that. I even have a weird thing where you have Gigantosquid. I forget what I called it. I, I had a name for it. That right, I right. thought was clever. But this thing is attacking the sub. And even at first, Superman shows up. There's a, a you know, the sub is stuck. It, it, it's a nuclear sub. they got to get out. And these fucking pieces of shit there, they are stuck. They have to be desperate already. They know that it's, uh, they're gonna die. He yeah. shows up and they're, hey, you think he's after the uranium? <laughs> like, I don't care. If he can get us the fuck out, that's fine. Well, I know also, Superman was a dick for a while, but no, he's, he's yeah. here to help. It's Superman, yeah. guys. Yeah. We've known and this guy for five like, years. You better watch that heat vision. I, I don't know. I'm no scientific man, but boy, he's getting a little cut. But, uh, there's a weird panel that threw me, cause then he goes up. It, it's a weird panel that's coming up, but he goes up and he's like, hey guys, Everything's fixed. You can go any way you want. And he's like, hey, the, the, the captain, it's good to have a Superman back. Hey, doing my job. Wouldn't want you and your crew stranded here with nuclear propulsion. He's like, oh, and then this gigantic squid attacks. Yeah. And there's a weird thing to me where you see the one eye, and then the next panel you see John, and he's covering an eye, and the eyes look the same. I'm like, what is he getting at here? <laughs> like, is that supposed to mean that this monster is not – because they really stress, listen – this monster has kind of been given this, not power, but it's, it's like being, a restraining it's power. It's being that, controlled yeah. and doing this. Are, is he trying to, like, in a real subtle way to say, like, John could also be a monster, but he's not? I don't know. It's just very weird. I don't weird read to me. that much. But do you see it? it? Do you have the book? No, it's I right don't have it up after right one another. You see this one eye, and then you go to the next panel where John's yelling, Dad, he's covering up an eye for some reason that has this big eye that looks exactly like. The squid that you see right above it. It's so weird. It threw me off. I don't know what he was getting at. But uh, you move on. And then Superman says, I'll handle whatever this coincidence is. With this uh, coincidence. Seriously. This, this thing is not a normal it's a sea animal. This is not a normal octopus or squid. It looks to me more like a squid. Than, than an octopus. I don't know. See, I don't know. I, I can see what you're saying. I just got it open. I'm looking at the one eye. It's just you know, weird. The, but the how thing is, did that. All I, I, it is very odd. The only thing I can say about it that's like, you know, like kind of opposing your weirdness with it is he's like a kid watching a horror movie that had yeah, his eyes covered and he's peeking through but now. He wasn't before. He was just there. And what's weird though, it's right from well, one the to the squid, other. Though. But you know what I mean? It's like yeah. one to the other. And in fact, he's looking. And also, the squid yells something, and you don't know in squid that is dad. Frosh! That's dad. So they're actually yelling the same thing, too. That was just weird to me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it threw me yeah, off this just because it was one after the other. This is weird. Yeah, and then Especially he's like, hey. where we came from in the previous issue. Yeah, so he goes to attack, and he tells John to stay away. And then you see right away, it's mechanical. They, he does a good job. Now, I'll tell you, the art I loved. I love the art in this, especially John. There's a couple times where Superman looks a little too much he, like he Bruce, looks, but we always have that. Yeah, we have that issue where he's got that, I don't know, that fat, stupid face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, almost like a Fred Flintstone face. Yeah, yeah. And I hate that. It's like John, Stan from uh, American Dad. Exactly, but like. John is always spot on. Yeah, I love John in this. And, yeah, then and again, though, you have him now where he's grabbing his hat, and you only have this one eye thing. It's very weird to me <laughs> because, yeah, he tilts his hat, and now there's one eye. But, yeah, his dad's beating the shit out of it. And then John kind of gets involved. The Superman's yelling, hey, the tentacles are growing. It, it's very weird to me because by the end, I'm like, I really don't care about this squid, whatever. No, and it's weird, too, because even though Superman calls this a coincidence, 
Like yeah, they were only there to it's save weird. the sub, but yeah. this turns into a learning experience because we find out that Superman knew that John killed Goldie. Well, yeah. Well, here's but the thing: that whole Goldie thing this. was only set up so that we think, oh my God, he's gonna he's gonna shoot Superman in the back. He can't control it, and he doesn't. He and hits t- him in the back. I'm saying though, but Superman at this point realized, like John, I'm gonna hold this back. I need yeah. you to use your heat vision and focus. He uses turns this into a teaching lesson. From something that just seemed like, like he even said, a coincidence. Yeah. And like, what were you originally going to do out here? Yeah. Were you going to teach him to use his heat vision on icicles? I, I don't no, know. But even I, yeah, I think that he must have thought on his feet. But again, when he's saying like, hey, use your heat vision and all, the only way that is going to be anything that's going to give us any effect is that we know that John killed Gold. Yes. If you didn't have that before, and this was just, remember, he was going. They were going to use their powers in the barn. Yeah, it wouldn't mean anything. And this is like, oh my god! And he's like, don't, no, I can't. I'm gonna hit you. Don't worry, I can take it. And yeah, he burns the shit out of him. And maybe then again, you could say, well, he wanted to do that. I don't know. He's like, and I like the thing though. He's like, hey, you're my son. Aim small, miss small. Yeah. And then John does, and I like that. I like also. I like that as well. And then leading into that, the reveal of his Superboy costume. Yeah, yeah. I'm telling you, I really don't care for this opener to this book. Those moments, I truly do love yeah, them. I, I do like that, too. And I like how he kind of explains this. Like, hey, what's that? You got that, that oh, mom got it at the, you know, the used clothes store. Yeah. We got that. I'm and, like, why can't I find something like yeah, that? But I also really like that Superman says, listen, you're not like the boy who outgrew that. That That's your super boy. You, you're my you're son. Gonna, yeah, you're going to have to realize that, you know. Being Superman, and I really love this speech about you're the one who means doing the right thing when no one else will, even when you're scared, even when you think no one's looking. I wish that John would have said, like, I wish John would have said right away, but, Dad, you're never scared. And I wish he would have said, no, no. Oh, no, no. That's my secret. I'm always scared. No, there's (laughs) a lot of times, John, that you're going to be scared. I would have liked that because right away John's like, oh, you disobeyed. I disobeyed you. I used my powers. Uh, There was this hawk, Goldie. And, yeah, that's when – Superman says, no, I know. I, I caught the scent. And I thought, like, he should have said, I got this, I, I smelt ozone. Then I smelt burning flesh. And then I, <laughs> and then I smelt regret and disgrace. And then I heard and a shame. burning cat explode. Yes, and then I heard this because it's so weird. And it's like, it was an accident. It was mom's cat. I didn't mind. All I can do is say sorry. It was so, the scene was so nice, but then it immediately goes downhill yeah, for me because as we continue the speech to his son, he talks how, look, your mom will be proud of you. Yeah. And I'm like, that does not ring no. true at all. Yeah. Yeah. She like, you know, you're going to teach him to be. She's proud of her son in general. She ain't going to be proud of him well, for this fucking and, thing. And she could say, listen, John, I'm glad that you told me the truth. Now go to your room. And I think then she'd say, listen, Clark, he's not ready. He's a goddamn yeah, monster. Yeah. No. Don't. Yeah. He's he's killing cats. <laughs> now, uh, there was a thing before when he's talking, they're talking about the shirt. And he's like, oh, I found it. I hate when you see a kid call his dad sir. I hate that. To me, that means that he gets beat. Really? Yeah. Why would he call him sir? He's never called him sir. Man, my That's kids Superman. call me sir. You don't have kids. Right, when I you have never him. will. Probably if my kids came up to me and, hello, sir, can I get dinner soon? I'd be like, what the fuck is going on? I'm your dad. Did, did I hit you at one point? Yeah. It, it always <laughs> seems that way to me. He does say that. It threw me off. But yeah, he's like, oh, do you think she'll be mad? No, son. 
she'll be proud. And I'm like, really? And I'm like, I'm out. And the thing is, all I can think about is that lady I was yelling at last week, yeah. when, like two weeks Just ago. when sitting she sitting there shaking her head. He's awful. And I'm like, oh, God damn it. No, well, because that is such a fucked yeah, up line to say. I would think that he'd say, do you think she'll be mad? I think she'll be upset, but she'll be glad that you came clean. Done. It's, and then they we'll go. deal with it as a family yeah, or yeah. something. Don't say that she'll be proud. Yeah, and they go, and that's And where... I hope that's not what Tomasi was talking about. Oh, it's going to have a big payoff. No, yeah. Please yeah, don't because, tell me Well, then thing. you get the whole thing where, I I don't know, you explain to me to... what goes on, because John's blood is on the ice. I don't know. At one point, it looks like a hand breaks through, and it's got the goddamn torch for the Olympics. I, I don't <laughs> know what's going on. And then it kind of forms into the... Does super, a hand break through? I'm saying that's what it looks like to me. It looks like a hand that's holding the Olympic torch, I but I don't saying. think that's it. I think no. it's just kind of forming. It's just weird. And there's some plasma detected, yep. Homo sapien, Kryptonian. We have no idea who's saying these things, but you know, the blood's being collected. Share genome, into a Earthling, yeah, origin and then of it, genome is the House of L. And, it and just then it flies either is away. collected by who's ever doing this narration yeah. or just becomes a ball and then flies off. And to in the fact, yeah, and here's the weird thing about it is. At points, I think, oh, my God, it's an alien thing. Or I'm thinking, this is what the fuck has been happening where you got the Khan L and the Kenji Kong and stuff. Because if Superman rarely bleeds, right, but because he was depowered, he did. And this is something that could have happened all along that when Superman, I don't know. But that's the only thing I could think of my mind. The genome that is the House of L's genome. Wouldn't bleed like this. Like maybe it's something that they'll throw out as a Kryptonian thing that it was something genetic that if you're in, like it would be, it would make sense to me that that was how a species continued. If something died, it would bleed. It would, I don't know. I, I don't, don't know. I know. But I really do think that this whole thing with the genome and how we were shown how it opens the fortress that was kind of forced because that's what happens. But yeah. Superman couldn't even get in that goddamn thing before. No. Yeah. So we go back and there they it's the oh most, my god it's the it's the most somber and sad funeral I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> they are burying Goldie. I, I don't know how Goldie's collar survived the whole ordeal. Maybe <laughs> that's a spare. But we did see the collar, but it seemed to be in it fucking demolished when we did see it. John is burying and boy. They are all so happy. Everybody smiles. I'm Lois like, is looking. She's got a smile on her face. It's like the nicest time. I, I think that Goldie was spraying, and it was getting on like the clean laundry. This happened <laughs> to a cat of ours the one time, and it was a female cat and kept spraying the clean laundry. And, and Tanya did legitimately claim at some points that she was going to bury it in the backyard. <laughs> I think that's what happened here. Lois was already done with Goldie, and, you know. That's it. Where's Ranger? Is Ranger anywhere? You see He's in doing the background? Shit. Kicking it. Yeah, it's very odd. It's it's such a anything when they you say about to, setting like, you know, tone. Oh, we're going to tie him up, John. You're not allowed to run the animals anymore. Yeah, really. You know, yeah, you get mad. You, there he is with the super boy thing, that shirt on that looks more like a coat to me. Uh, and I think that it probably stinks. The all high heaven. He's wearing <laughs> it too much. He's never going to take it off. And it seems weird to me that Superman really like would that, go. I, it would seem weird that Superman would stay in the uniform, the outfit on the farm. But yeah, that's especially me as where well. you know the neighbors have been known to be. Oh yeah. Oh, we go on where you. He's sitting there. John is going to go have some uh, Superboy thinking time. He's climbed up in a tree, and that girl comes. I always forget her name. Kathy, Kathy. Brandon. Kathy shows up, and we said before, Kathy, uh, we think is his kind of quote unquote Lana. Yeah. 
I kind of think she's got something more going on, though, because she, she has a line that gets me. But, yeah, then Lois is talking to, to Clark, and she's like, hey, you know, headline, boy develops heat vision. Dad sneaks him off. And she says, hey, did you think you really were going to get this past me? I don't think he wanted to. I think he no. went right away and said, Jesus Christ, can you help Could you me with this? Could you please help me? This yeah. hurts so yeah, goddamn I didn't bad. Get she's, she's like, yeah, you, this isn't a one-time thing. You think I wasn't going to figure it out? There's nothing. He's not This is hiding. like wives always complaining, like, you know, how bad their husbands complain yeah. when they get sick or hurt. Yeah, yeah. Like, like yeah, he's right pussy. there. But, yeah, it, I don't think he's trying to hide. Now, she may be just kind of half-joking, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, do you like Lois, the way he draws Lois? I don't mind it, but I can see where you're coming from, where it's kind of strange. She looks kind of like an alien. There at that one, the clerk, yeah. seriously, that in the, when she's smiling away with Goldie's burial, Fine. I don't mind it. Uh, in that panel, she looks too much like they want to stress that John looks like her because right. that's kind of the big eyes and stuff. But yeah, they're sitting on this thing. I, I don't know why John switched seats because when it started out, he was right at the trunk. And then she wanted to go. Also, I would have liked, did he fly her up? Because I don't know how she's getting up there. Yeah, she, she climbed, man. Well, look You're at kids. that tree. Kids climb trees. Yeah, look at that tree. There's no I would have climbed, climbed that There's tree. There's no way. You would not have been able to climb. There's not a branch in the first 25 feet. There, There's no way. I would have climbed it. No, you wouldn't have. He flew up there. I, <laughs> and again, like I said, she shows up. He is right against that trunk. Next, he moves down. I guess maybe she down. climbed up. But I, she can't climb up. It's it's nonsense. How do we know that on the other side of that tree, there's not like planks like nailed into the tree? No, I don't see it. I'm gonna look. I hope that there's that other side. I, I see. Ah, there's, there's the that. other side. It's not there. No, I don't know how she climbed up. But whatever. Uh, the tree it's, branch. It's a nitpick. It's, it's not a big deal. It's all this. But again, this is where some of this issue and the everything now. Not see, it does. It seems forced for the next scene. Agreed. Now they're there. But the there. thing is, with the stuff with Kathy here, I actually find it sweet and I like it because it, it kind of starts their friendship, which I hope to see well, more in the series. That's when he's like, "Hey, how did? Why didn't you tell what I did to the cat? I don't know. I thought it was something we should keep between us. Everyone's got secrets, small ones, big ones, and I think her grandfather is something strange. I don't think because all of a sudden, I think when, he's an alcoholic. No. They just moved in right after they moved. Yeah. Right when they moved in, these guys showed up, but yet he knows all these things. It seems weird to me. It seems that this guy's a plant. I think he's there to watch them. I really do. But we'll see. Uh, because he falls, the guy comes out. And again, this could be if, if my crazy conspiracy theory holds, this is kind of like they jumped on this to kind of test the deal. Hey, we'll take him to the doctor. We'll do right. No, no, no. I don't know. We'll see. But yeah, Lois, in the meantime, there's mail. Clark's kind of like, hey, you know what? Uh, I'm going to help John a little, but I don't know. You know, I, he needs his time. And Lois is like, no, you know what? He has the best of both worlds. You were there. You knew, know exactly what's going yeah. on. You can help him. Where I thought uh, earlier, if he did know that Goldie died, why didn't he go and tell him, you know, hey, son, you know, I know what happened. Like, exactly. Make better Be a then. father. Yeah, it was a little too late in the game. But, yeah, John falls. He's unconscious. The grandfather shows up with Kathy. Hey, look, we'll take him to the doctor. And, uh, and before Clark, that, though, uh, Lois gets uh, oh, something got, in yeah, the mail from mail. Lois Lane. Yep, she gets it from Lois. And I don't know. I'm trying to think if Clark ever had anything that maybe she would have gotten hold of that she wanted them to see. Because it's a, it looks like either a lot of pages or a book. Maybe it's – I don't know. I don't I know. Don't my know mind is a bunch of pictures. 
Yeah, I don't know. I don't think it's anything bad. I don't think that that this Lois would. Yeah, be I don't think Lois would go blackmail her no. doppelganger. No, uh, but we'll see. Maybe just like it's. I know. Maybe they're going to do a callback to Author X. <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> I said I. I don't know that we're going to hear it. We'll probably hear it occasionally, but she'll retire now. Now that we made so much money on that last book, I can retire. Inner gang is fucking done, and that's my case closed. But yeah. This uh, grandfather has... Uh, Mr. Brandon. Yeah, Mr. Brandon has... Uh, what's his name? John. Oh, my God, he's hurt. He's, he didn't wake up. Uh, maybe we should take him to the doctor down the road. No! And Clark basically tells oh, him... Oh, overprotective the, parent, yeah, like something like, fierce. He gets scary. But it's scary. weird, too. It's like almost like he'd go and he's like, oh, they're they're that religion that don't lack no medicine. <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> maybe you should go with that. Honestly, yeah, he's already you, scanned him. Grandfather Brandon to me looks like an alcoholic. He's got that little red nose. I'm like, I've seen this before. I got people in my family just like you. He looks like Wilford Brimley. Yes, he does. Or W.C. Fields with Wilford Brimley. But he looks a (laughs) lot like Wilford Brimley. And that's the other thing. Wilford Brimley, you look at him and you feel safe, right? You you feel like, boy, I like that guy. That's why he was selling all that insurance and shit later on. Uh, I think that is another thing. I think he is the, he's not what he says, says he is. I think he's not on the up and up. I think he, or he's just going to be a nosy ass and cause trouble. Yeah. He's going to be that freaking, uh, the neighbor girl from, uh, from fucking Small Wonder. Small Wonder, yeah. yes. She is Harriet. Harriet. Shows up that fucking redhead. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. And even her whole family was fucking pain in the ass. Yeah. They, they're the fucking next door neighbor family in Small Wonder. But yeah, he, at one point it's funny because, uh, Clark grabs John and I swore to God when I first just turned the page that Clark was shaking his fist like he was going to punch him. But oh, hey, I, I thought it. the same thing. Yeah, when didn't I you think? It. I was like, holy shit, he's going to beat the shit out of him. But yeah, he's already scanned John. This again, to me, is a setup to show again, yes, John bled, but he also can be hurt. Like just yes, falling. he's got limitations to his powers. Yes, and you've said it's, it is very odd because at one point John was just walking through fire. He was the yeah, fucking well, fire in Park, he could not be hurt now. Is yeah. it that like only through like emotion does it come through or I, what? I don't know. But to me, it's a setup but because there are limitations. Looks, well, and it looks like because... We get this genome entering the Fortress of Solitude, somehow merging with Clark's old glasses. <laughs> and, that part pisses me off. And becomes the eradicator. And I think all of this with that uh, John and the blood, it's all just a setup to show, you know, if, if it bleeds, we can kill it. Eric. Exactly. And it, it is Jesse Ventura. Yes, it's definitely to show that when this eradicator shows up, if that's it, it is the eradicator. And uh He's based on John's blood genome. You have the human part of that, and he will be vulnerable to things, and and possibly that's how he'll be defeated. Possibly, who knows? It's but a, still, it, right it, now. it is a setup. They've really stressed that John can be hurt, like and over and over. I know that they've teased before, like you know, like a next issue, Eradicator. We knew the Eradicator was coming. It is so weird to me because we have all this Death of the Superman stuff in Action Comics right now, and to also have it in Superman. Yeah. It's very weird. Well, there he is. We yeah. see him. He's got those goddamn, all of a sudden, Clark's fucking horn rim glasses turned into some fucking kick-ass 90 shades. Next issue, Cyborg Superman showing up. Yeah. Nah, this book will get, it'll be 10 trillion things in here again. But yeah, yeah, it is weird when then you get action comics. And really weird because of the timing where you get them each it, each week. Every, every week, yeah. So you're getting it each week. So it's not like, oh, yeah, we can kind of – even then, like because of the distance between issues, sometimes you can even think like, oh, it's not really happening. We even said at points where we would think about things that happen between issues over the yeah. month. Like, yeah, you know what? They were doing this and that. But, yeah, you don't get that now. Uh, what did you – well, I'll say well, I love the art. 
I, I said really I enjoyed do. the art in this book. I love Patrick Gleason doing this. This like yeah. John. John is the best. John's the best, and, and John is great. so good that I will overlook like the lowest at the moment. Yeah, and the fucking stubby like faced Superman. Yeah, yeah. I I love the way. But John there was looks. by the time I was done reading this, I was just like, what? Yeah. It, it was too. It was too much. It was too far fetched even for where we left this series. I mean, the le- previous issue. It just kind of came out of left field, everything they presented. Well, I'll even throw in, like, just think of this as the Batman and that whole squid, that's Solomon Grundy. We have almost, like, these weird, these things are also, and then to have a crazy-ass cliffhanger. Yeah. It it is very similar. You even have that fucking family time, like, the it's it's just very, at the end of these issues, to me, I just end up like, okay, we moved ahead the fucking half a step, and... We've so, moved past John killing a cat, okay. Yeah, and like you said, the Eradicator thing with everything else going on, there's just so many crazy things that can happen. I, If it said next next week or two weeks from now, John learns how to fly better. Okay, yeah. I'd like that. Yeah. I, yeah. But here we go. I gave it a 6.8 out of 10. I think I would have given it. I have to find my notes. Six, oh, seven. Seven out of 10. Okay. So I'm very close, but it's more of the art. But we're going to take a break right now, and then we'll be back with some more Rebirth books there. Boosh. I ain't going to walk again. Not even on crutches. The doctor says I broke my back. You want to know something? You want to know something? I scared. I scared. It ain't enough. Twenty years ain't enough. I ain't gonna cry. I ain't gonna cry, man. Greasers do not cry. I, I wouldn't mind it so much, but there ain't so many things I ain't done. So many places I ain't been. It ain't enough, man. It ain't enough. Back. I had to take some Advil and all this crap. I had the worst sore throat. I have an ulcer on my tongue that every fucking word I say, it, it rubs it. I'm in a bad mood. Well, you know how I was talking about Piss how I put my urethra down my cock? Yeah. It was almost Did you worse go again? this time. No, no. I almost pissed my pants because well, I... How could you piss your pants, Eric? We only were talking an hour and 40 minutes about three books. I, uh, I walked in the bathroom. I had to piss so bad. And I have a really quick motion when I pull my zipper down, pull my dick out, oh. and I start pissing, right? And I'm In and already, out you are. I had this whole setup in my mind where I'm going, and I had to piss so bad. I, I'm standing in front of the toilet, and I go to like you know pull my zipper down. Yeah. My finger slipped. I didn't get it. So I almost started you pissing almost right away. Your pants. Eh, it happens. Does it? It happens to the best of us. Does it? Oh, well, I didn't, yeah. though. Oh, well, I did. 
<laughs> no, I, I should have went to the bathroom. I didn't. I ran downstairs. I got. I have my gridlock, um, which is not exactly doesn't go down really smooth. No, but it I, does. I put ice with it, and now I'm going to drink that. But I did have to take Advil. I think I took six. I just grabbed a bunch and fucking shoved them down my throat. I, it tastes my, like candy. Oh yeah, it's like fucking M and M's. The uh, uh, my my throat's killing me. Right. And like I said, I have this crazy ass ulcer that rubs against my fucking molar every time I talk. Oh, that's why I'm so angry tonight. It has nothing to do with the shitty books. Not really shitty. That just yeah, like lackluster. Yeah, this was actually the uh, first down week overall. I would say. I would say so as well. And uh, just we didn't shout out before. If you guys are waiting to hear about these Hanna Barbera books. <laughs> You might be disappointed. We're really not going to talk about them. Uh, we The Fred Flintstone one, the Flintstones number one came out. And you'll hear a, a little bit later when Reggie comes on that we do mention it for like two seconds. It is probably the better of all of those books, but they really haven't been strong. And Eric, you yourself, you even when I said, man, they, they might be awesome, you still were questioning no. why we were talking about no, them. I'm saying, not really this is not what we do. It's fucking no. Hanna-Barbera. And, and plus with all these things, like it didn't sound like fun to me. Well, and even that. I, I And then we know read that, them, and they definitely were I know were that fun. some people are like, oh, but we like when you hate a book or whatever, but boy. It, it just gets me down. I, hey, you want to be I like Freddie Stass, be you know, optimistic. Yeah, well, I, I had enough hate with that Justice League book, so we're not going to be talking about them tonight, really. And I, I apologize if that's what you're waiting for. And if that's the, and I apologize more for the life you're leading. Seriously. If that's the books you want. And really, if you stumbled upon this podcast just to hear about the Hanna-Barbera books, I, I don't know what's going on. But <sighs> what do we have next, Eric? Just tell me. Just tell me, my man. Tell me. Green Lanterns number two, written Green by Lanterns, Sam, written by Sam Humphreys, <laughs> Sam Humphreys, Robson Roca, Jay Lyston, Blonde, and Dave Sharp. Yes, I, I'll tell you right now. Uh, I was just as you were saying, and I was paging through, and I got to the credits page. I like that their names are written in blood, Eric. <laughs> I like it. Uh, yeah, the, here we go. Uh, this, uh, this you want me to do is, my oh, yeah, part? Yeah, I forgot. I, I thought you already said it. I'm telling you, I'm about to pass out. Go. The rage <laughs> spreads in this issue, and it's up to our Earth lanterns to stop it. But it might be too much for our heroes. Oh, I'm sorry. But is it too much for our heroes to handle? Is it, Jim? Is it? Can they handle the rage? Uh, I'll just be you. We were laughing this week that when we were listening, <laughs> we listened to an extended part of the one bit. And I'm like, and you'd go, yep. Yep. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. Damn right. Damn right. I'll just do that from now on. Can they handle the rage? Damn right. No, no, I don't think they can. I don't know. After the hell starts to shake, rattle, and roll, more people become infected. And after Simon is fully able to pull Jessica away from this infected ass Walmart, with her sister being one of them, we see that the red lantern symbol is emblazoned on the Earth's surface and more people have become infected. Are you surprised that at this point... Um, they haven't told Santa Humphreys to call it the – well, it'd be funny if they called it the Q-Mart. I guess you can't even do that because somebody might have something called that because Jessica somebody? keeps – Well, Jessica keeps saying, I was it's, in this big box no, store. No, no, they, they give it a name. No, she's it's, calling it – she calls it the big box store. No, no, it's given a name in this Does issue. She? It's, I, it's, no, no, it's, it's one of those like uh, like little captions right there. Really? It's Lexmart. 
Oh, is it Lexmart? That's, yeah. That's stupid. Then, then why does she keep saying this big box store? Some people call things like no, that. No, that's a generic term for that style of store. I don't go to, yes, I do go like, oh, I'm at the supermarket, but I don't go to Walmart. Hey, where are you going? You know, that big box store down the road. It's is stupid. that new? Where, where are you going? Yeah, I'm TJ Maxx there. It's there. Yeah, this fucking thing starts. And we had the issue with last uh, issue of Green Lantern, Green Lantern number one, where the first half we really enjoyed. Yeah. And then the second half got even, yeah, up until the Hell Tower kind of went nuts. So um, then all of a sudden it it went down. Down the tubes and you had too much shit. shit. Yeah. It starts off with kind of like, it's a weird thing. It starts off with the continuation of too much shit for me I, see, and then it blends in and then we kind of get to some better things in my mind there isn't a lot to this issue but i think it works better because of it because in the last issue it was too much fucking well, shit i'm Here saying we, the shit we fo- starts we at focus the beginning. on exactly what's going on with this hell tower and rage seed and as far as i'm concerned that's all we deal with well in this here issue. here's the problem here is you go and we have hardly had any Red Lanterns, and we have told, we have heard from people already on this podcast mailing in. They don't even know who the Red Lanterns yeah. are. You get thrown in here, and I'm, I was confused at points. Not even just confused, but just like, what? What the fuck? Why couldn't you set a little? It's just atrocitous yelling. People don't know this. Yeah. People don't even know what the home world. You have that the home world of Red Lanterns, yeah, but cool. yeah, and people who don't know, and there are a lot of them. Oh, yeah. I have to just be confused about what is going on with this. And then that's what I said. Uh, Atrocitus then yells, it's their destiny is Red Dawn. And I was hoping that he would mention not the remake, Eric, the original with Patrick Swayze. Of course. And he's like, and they're like, oh, you mean that new one? Went, no, no. C. Thomas Howell, you, you Charlie wanted, Sheen, you or Patrick the, Swayze are bust, baby. You wanted those other aliens there to mention the original Red Dawn. Yes. Actually, I want them to call. I want them to think the new one and Atrocitus to tell them no, they're going. And then he rages out and kills. Oh yeah, he rages out. But yeah, I. I, It just seemed like all of a sudden, instead of setting up things, you're just gonna boom. Here we go, Red Lanterns. This is what they do. Well, we've been pushing this a little bit each issue where we have them. You know, we have this prophecy of the Red Dawn happening, and then the last and in Rebirth. Yeah, but for the most part, it seems to be always just the one page cliffhanger is what you get. Even no, we've, like, we've had it throughout. Well, even though, they, but we've throughout. This is the second issue. I'm saying though, in the last we issue, had the rebirth was the last page. Yes. Last issue, we was just standing there with Blee's yelling. Yes, about the rage seed and but, how the yeah, hell tower sprung. That, that's what I'm saying. But these soon. people do not know the Red Lanterns, and we haven't gotten anything with that. Now all of a sudden, you're on their home planet, and he's yelling stuff. You have all these other guys. In fact, I bet you there are some people who thought the Red Lantern Corps were three people. Bleas, Atrocitus, and fucking Dexter. All of a sudden, you get these others. It's nothing. I'm just saying in general of the Red Lanterns, there's no setup. And it seemed weird to me that you would throw it in. And I know I read some of the Red Lantern. Yeah, I know. I don't know these guys in particular. Oh, no. These uh, guys are all new. These yeah, are and that's the thing, though. This. That's the other thing. Who knows that? If you just jumped in, you might think, oh, who are these guys? These guys must be heavy hitters. And they're not. You know that. You're like, oh, these guys are fucking nonsense. They're, you know, nothing. And then you where's Blee? I just, I thought that yeah, it was I a weird. I don't even Yeah, this. I just thought it was a weird way to just throw them in and to, when you had a rebirth where we even thought 
about the rebirth at the, it was the very end, the one page, you could have dealt more yeah. with that a little. You have that. I just, I thought that it was a little much throwing you into the fire. I'm okay uh, with that anything. just because. Yeah, but you we, know who I'm they are. I'm saying that, but we complain every other issue where it's a recap of stuff we've already read. Oh, a recap, but I'm saying at least this is not, you're reading Green Lanterns. You don't, there are people who, if they didn't read the new 52, or Green Lanterns, they do not know what the Red Lantern core is at all. Right. That's not recap. Tell at least show well, something. Saying, to a degree though, we have the Green Lantern. So in my mind you would know about the Green Lantern core from everything we've had in this series so far. And with everything that Atrocity has said since Rebirth onward, they're all about rage, as the Green Lanterns are but, about willpower. Yeah. They're another core in the universe. But even the whole concept of a blood prophecy, I, I, they don't know. Oh, no, that that's is. crazy. You can't uh, explain that They have no that idea shit. what it is. You don't know. They don't know that Dexstar is uh, what's actually saved. The ch- not that you need to know cat. that. But you're like, why is that cat always? I'm saying just from people, because uh, earlier, and I wish I forget who it was, said they know nothing. They yeah. don't know who the Red Lanterns are. They've never heard of them. Mm-hmm. And then you get thrown in here. We know what they are. So, yeah, we know what they're all about. We know the rage thing. And also, just for the fact that we don't really – these Hell Towers confuse us. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck but a Hell Tower is. But the we way find out a when, you, when you don't know anything, you're so out of like, I don't – is this what they do to every planet? Have they done this before? I just, I just think that Sam Humphreys hasn't done enough to lead into all of a sudden a bunch of pages of them. This is weird because we've had like other planets that have become like, you know, the Red Lantern's home world. Yeah. And they've never really set it up to show how that's happened. Here we do with this Hell Tower, which it, you know, it's birthed or whatever it is, it springs forward and then it burrows further into the core of the universe and then it comes Mount Doom. Yeah, it goes. And the freaking Rage Seed is the freaking, you know, the Lord of the Rings. It is, yeah. And you have to drop that Rage Seed down it and then somehow that takes over the world. Yep, and he says you infect the entire world once it gets down to the core. And they're going to head to Earth. They're going to go do this. It, it was kind of like one of those things that seemed to go a little ahead of plan. Yeah. And, but they're heading to Earth. And, yeah, I just – I didn't mind it. I know who the Red Lanterns exactly. are. And I'm like, okay, I'm going. And even then, at the end, like I even thought – Okay, I I get you, Atrocitus. I know what the deal is. These other guys <laughs> I, are nonsense. I know what you're saying. And, but do, these I, other people are probably like, oh, and that's the, you know, it's just, it's really odd to me that, they, but I'll give Sam Humphrey some credit because of the things like a Jessica Cruz that I, I complained about earlier. He has done better as it go, has, as it's gone on. Yes. I just think that you have a main villain that you really, if you don't know, you're, you're just confused that, of still, how powerful and, and crazy they are and what they do and how, even how the ring works. How if that, you know, it takes over your heart and you, oh, you yeah, don't have that. So you know what I mean? But There's weird I things. Going, me going into this though. The Red Lanterns are completely different from where I left them because, yeah. you know, Blaze is a part of the team. And, like, I know. That's, that, that's you know, I'm sad. that would be like, you know, I go in and I, I haven't watched football in 10 years. I don't know the players on the Eagles, but I know what football is. Yeah. And this, you're going in and these people, I just, the Red Lantern core is not spelled out enough for me to go forward, but hopefully it will be. Like, even I, I don't th- mind it. Even though you talk about in the beginning of this how these new, like, uh, Red Lanterns, have not been able to have like take their revenge, which is usually the first thing that a Red Lantern does. Yeah. When they get and they they're not able to do this yet because of, like you know the, they're they're not strong enough. They have to all these plans going forward with this rage seed. And Atrocitus is saying, look, we're gonna take care of you. I'm gonna have a new planet. We're gonna have fucking you know rage slaves. Yep, it's we're gonna be do amazing. This. Don't yeah. worry about it. Just calm down for now. Yeah. Well, right. rage up for now. Calm down. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But we move forward, and I'm telling you though, 
for everything that was thrown at us, I like this small opening where we just talk about the Hell Tower a little bit. We talk about the raid sheet. It's not much. And that's all we really deal with. We The rest of the yeah. issue is just... Oh, after this, I, I actually like the issue a lot. It's just, it's just to... You don't know about the Red Lantern core, so you're going to... People not even knowing, like, the Skittle Lanterns, as you call right, them. Right. Like, they don't know the differences between the Lanterns. Then you think, oh, well, these guys... You know, since Green, they did this. We kind of saw that. So they just have to be mad, and then that's what they – but it's more than that. And I yes. just – and you're getting this whole planet takeover because they are trying to get another planet, and they have the rage. And I just think it's thrown in there, and it is a little confusing to me. Well, I still don't even know the end game because yeah, in the last issue, we found out that for some reason, the ra- they're, like, they're not as connected to the rage as they once were. And they're like, you know, they're weakening to the point where they're going to die off. Yeah, they're going to They don't die. do something. Somehow, you know, you go to Earth, everybody there is raged out, they're going to gain strength from this. Yeah, and they even say, like, well, we're going to, everybody's pissed off on that planet. Seriously. You hear that fucking DC Comics podcast? Those guys Bunch of Puerto Ricans just fucking... beat the shit out oh, of Jim Jesus for no Christ. reason. Yeah, they just started kicking me. All they ask <laughs> is, is, is he your boy? Very, very Is that odd. your boy? Those guys all could have been, like, my best friends. It, it Circumstances change, and all of a sudden, we're all hanging. And I'm, I'm doing the kicking then. I don't know. And they all were. It was all in unison. It might have been the fucking rage seed. Because they all acted like, I mean, they must have talked about this before. Hey, if we see any ass, dance you know, choreographer. we see two guys together that we think we can beat up, we're all going to start kicking the smallest one. They actually put a fight thing together from like a, it was going to be a flash mob, but just beating the shit out of yeah, somebody flash just, mob. I mean, that was way before flash mobs. But yeah, yeah that was the first ever flash mob. <laughs> me getting the, my face kicked in. <laughs> fucking walking around, fucking broke a crack my fucking cheekbone or whatever, the fucking tear duct in there, whatever. But then the, re- nonsense. the rest of the issue is Jessica dealing with this like yeah. rage. And I like, I like that. It's weird. I did think that like the next thing where Jessica comes out. And she's like, hey, it's me, Jessica Cruz. It seemed very odd to me. It was like, very what? odd. I'm like, wait a second. Is this Rebirth again? Like, it seemed like that's what I wanted during Rebirth. But yeah. that's what I'm saying, that maybe that's kind of what I was wanting before, so I'll give it a pass. But, boy, she's in the middle she of trying to find her sister. Happy. And she is happy. This is like a splash page of when they're like, and now we need the Green Lanterns. And then that's just like a splash page with her. Hey, I just showed up, and I got this. And, yeah, she seems way too happy. She's in a big box store. She's in Lexmart, they say. And uh, she's getting attacked. And I like everything besides that weird thing of her being Pizza. happy. I like everything about this. Especially when we find out that her sister is infected. Yes. And because of this, like, she's already having trouble, like, you know, Yeah, she's having trouble dealing it already. And that throws her off. Throws her off completely. Yeah. I like it, that a lot. Her sister weird, knows that, about her. They, she's using this, yeah. like, it, this knowledge to fuck her up so she cannot yeah. concentrate. She's fearful of what's going to happen. So her power's not going to work at all. No, it's funny. They keep stressing anxiety, Eric. They do. Anxiety. It's almost as if that's going to come into play later when a certain ring shows up on Earth. Which we don't see for this issue. Um, no. And I also want to mention uh, one thing that we haven't seen at all yet, and it kind of is throwing me off as well, is that we haven't gotten anything with that dual battery. That power that battery that they a, have to be together to pa- use. That power battery was such a big thing. Like, hey, if you're not going to get along, I'm going to force you. Boom, battery. It's going to be the linchpin of the series. Yeah. We've never seen it yet. I actually thought we were going to see it this issue at the one point. Nope. No, they and and we've also haven't really dealt with where in the times I was doing the Green Lantern Corps 
I mean, every issue you'd have a bat ring at 10%. Oh, oh no, yeah. you'd have that constantly. Maybe that's one thing they're like, you know, lay low on that. People don't like it because, boy, we, we have not gotten that at all. But, yeah, and then she sees her ugly-ass sister. She's like, oh, my God, i got to save her. And then in comes the fucking asshole. Simon Bess Simon comes in. just comes off so showboaty and it's over just, the top. Well, here's the thing. When... We had the rebirth, and it's it's funny to me saying after all this time because this is still a number two issue. But because of the, I don't know if it's because of how quick they come uh, or whatnot. Like maybe in our minds, it's like months later. Yeah, even maybe it's because not. what I'm gonna say is after all this time, I'm I, now I don't want the bickering, like the whole and that is my partner. Unfortunately, <laughs> it just comes off weird now. We get it, Simon, and now at this point again. You're in prison for that first weekend, Eric. It's terrible. After after two months, you kind of de- you're not sitting there in like oh here you're dealing with what you have to deal with. No, I already and, hung myself, dude. Yeah, well, and I'm saying in this book, Simon right now should be beyond that whole unfortunately bitch. You know, unfortunately that bitch is with me. No, stop. You are now you you should be together. Let's get going. We don't need that. And if you're not going to use that battery as the thing, then fuck <laughs> it. I don't want to see it. And and Simon is so weird. And he comes in. He's driving a fucking Humvee fucking construct. Uh, construct and says, I'm Simon Best. Being Green Lantern is awesome. Green Lanterns do awesome stuff. And I'm like, wait a second. It, he is now a douchebag. Yeah. Yeah, he's hanging out at the gym with a fucking like jean shorts on, a fucking uh, flannel shirt with the fucking all buttons uh, all out, his chest out, and a fucking like gallon of water there. God, I don't. And every time he lifts, he throws the weights down and on the ground yells. And, and yells like, yeah. and then asks somebody to spot him and then yells at him. The biggest then, thing I'm getting from the series right now seems to be the like. The build-up of Jessica and the deconstruction yeah, of Simon. I actually think that it's lead. I was going to say something that I, it almost feels to me early on now that Jessica is going to end up being the – like at some point the Green Lanterns yeah. is going to change and, and it's Green just going to be her. And Simon's uh, just going to be a Red Lantern maybe. Yeah, I don't he, know. I don't because know. Because he, he – like even somebody – like I think Man should put on the comments on the site this week how he had a Guy Gardner smile. He's coming off very Guy Gardner anymore. Yeah, he is. And maybe that's what they're kind of going with. I don't know. But it's just I very don't like odd. him. And it's weird because that he's a guy we like. Really we like him. like him a lot. And uh, he's, he shows up in this Humvee and he's talking. You know, he's talking to us. But he's like, hey, check out this move. I learned it in the grimiest street races in Detroit. What, what he, the move is he skids and grabs Jessica and pulls her in the what? With a construct arm. Yeah. I remember when I did that in Detroit. Yeah, yeah, me and I did that all the time. And then you see, and that's, that's the smile then. Yeah. When she's like, let me out. Hey, how about you're welcome? He is a dick. And yes, I really do think they're stressing he's over emotional to the point where he's going to be affected by the rage. And then anxiety shows up, Aaron. I'm telling you, for, as much as I don't like Simon in this, I really like Jessica. Because, like, right I do now, too. Simon is trying to get her because shit has gone bad all over the world. They need to go take care of it. And she's like, my sister is has a problem here. She's infected. I need to save her. And it's all this fight between it. Yes. And I like this because of how afraid she is. She couldn't use her constructs. She's having all these problems. Her sister's in danger to the point where she steps up 
And even fucking fights her partner. Well, yeah. Well, this is the one thing I hated. And it's such a nitpick again, but that's what we do. She says, I have to save my sister, partner. And then he says, we've got a code, red alert, more than one. And then she says, I'm real sorry, Simon, but I have to go. I'll explain later. She just explained. Yeah. What is she explaining later? I don't know. She has to explain more? I don't know. Uh, it's stupid. Look, it we, really we threw me off. were sisters and we bonded yeah, growing up. I have to save my sister that's all you need. That's the explanation. She's going to go and save her sister. Uh, but, but yeah, she kind of – All the issue becomes at this point is Simon and Jessica fighting so Jessica can stay and so Simon could take her. But yeah, well – and yeah. And then she blows up the truck, which is weird that it's a construct. But she yeah, you get, can blow up a construct. I, it's weird though to me. And, but then there's Simon again. What does he say? So much for my badass truck. Just build a new one, man. It's just stupid, though. It's just so over the top. He all of a sudden he has become this crazy. I don't know what bro? a douchebag. Yeah, he's like, hey, bro, wait up. But yeah, then she sees the sister, and you said the sister kind of. Yeah, that's the rage seed uses that uses what it knows about what she would get upset with. You know, you're not important. You shouldn't be. It's this. almost you're like a, a person who's been possessed by the devil yes. and, like, and knows all the bad like that. things. Yeah. Yeah, and it's going to use them, and then we get a flashback of the the last night. It's actually last night, they say. The night before and, yeah. like they took on that meth yep. head And she's mind. showing, uh, well, it says last night, the suburbs, yeah. so this is all happening in a couple days, this yeah. whole story. But yeah, they're showing them the ring, and I, I really like the ring and her. I wish that, we said it earlier. It's I really wish good. That, I wish the Green Lantern, uh, green even Green Lanterns would have been like, even if it was like a weird... It wouldn't be a construct, but something that they devised that is almost like a, you know, a robot type. I don't know, but something like this where it, she says, like, I want to do this, and, and it, it doesn't get it. Like a small wonder. It right. doesn't get You want to have a little manhunter there? Maybe. But it's something that was like they they tried to, to do, and it's it's very, like – it goes straight to the point, and it, it's C-3PO. Yeah. You, you say something, and it's C-3PO doesn't get it, but I, I really like it. I like this part a lot. So do I. And she's learning about the ring, and her sister's there, and hey, make me fly, and all this. And it's showing you that with her sister with her, she kind of does have the ability to go, and now she has to fight against her sister and it's throwing her off it just puts more of that into the whole thing and it shows it really shows that they love each other yeah and i do like that also keeps going on with how she was in that apartment for so long with that anxiety. three years um but yeah and it says i'm happy to have you back her sister's real happy and then we go and there she is in the fucking lexmart again having problems <laughs> and, and she's trying to get something and it's weird she's trying to figure out a way she says i need something that will hold her sister without hurting her kind of like a cocoon or you know and she net. says butterfly net she needs something though that's going to hold her she keeps trying and she can't because her sister keeps getting involved and yeah. i like that and her sister even has a baseball bat at the one point and you know hits her gonna hit her and that's where simon comes in again and covers her and says listen i i encased her in that we have this much time we got to get out of here and jessica calls him out on it's very odd because to me that was what she was kind of trying to do exactly what she was trying and, to but do. why is she mad is she just mad because he did it honestly i think she's mad because she wants to stay there and fix her sister yeah it's but she, that's she said i at least she said though 
I have to do something to stop her and get her protected. Yeah. And he does do exactly that. And he says that cocoon should keep her safe for 12 hours or so while we do the real work. No, I, you know, this, it's just weird. And you're not listening to me. And he says, Shackles your sister her. will be okay. You got to see this. And uh, I don't know. I, at least he is, you know, meeting her halfway there. Right. You know, he is protecting her. Um, but then they go up, and it, it was weird to me because they go above in, in above Earth, and, and nothing is wrong when you see them. <laughs> and they're like, "Oh my God!" And I'm like, "Wait a second, what, what what's going on? You're saying, oh, the whole Earth might need you.' Look, and you look behind them, nothing is wrong. And then all of a sudden, the next, even then, they're above there, and you look down, nothing. Yeah, there's blue sky, you know, ocean. There's fucking the clouds. Then all of a sudden, she looks, and there it is. The Red Lantern Red symbol, symbol, which also was weird to me because I also would have liked them her to go, what's that? Yeah. And then the ring would have – the ring could have even said uh, symbol for green – you know, Red Lantern Corps, whatever. But, yeah, she knows it seemed a little off to me. But she did say they, – they did throw that – I stayed up all night and asked the ring about everything. And uh, that kind of, I think, is like the quote-unquote where we say, like, magic. Like, yeah. she must have asked or whatever. I don't know why she well, asked I even that. like with our, with our ending, though, how the ring keeps telling yeah, them how many awesome. people are infected. And that is awesome. more and more. And, and it, like, even, it seemed awesome. like a video game to me, too. Yeah. Like, you have a little counter, and you, you have to stop them. But, well, yeah, more and more people. What was that game where you, could, you were a dude who turned into, like, different things like Venom would do, and then there was infected people all over the city? Yeah, I can't remember. Oh, um, it was... um. It was the thing that was just like uh, infamous. Prototype. But it was prototype. Yep. Yeah. yeah that's it what came it out at the same time. That was yeah. like one of those weird uh, synergy things that we say about like Bugs Life and Ants. But also another thing I like, like we're dealing with the infected. That's all we're dealing with. We had the Hell Tower explanation in the beginning. And even Simon, when he's flying Jessica up, he's like, man, all this stuff's coming at us. Even this Emerald Sight, whatever that is. Yeah. I like, yeah, I like I forgot, that. Yeah. Uh, what I do like, too, is I think that all the, the red is people being infected. It's well. And it's hands across America. with the red. They're like, okay, everybody, you move here. We, <laughs> we got to get the symbol down. That, that's the big thing, guys. So you go over there. You're going to have to move to Matron. You over there, you go to New York. So weird that it's, that's what it seems like yeah. it is. Or could it be Hell I don't think it's Hell Towers, but whatever it might be. But yeah, it seemed like it was people. God, it was not Hell Towers. But yeah, but before, the, the page right before, everything looks fine. Blue skies. Blue, yeah, everything's blue and white and happy. And oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, I guess we sun. needed the sun to come over the yeah, horizon. The sun really looked like, yeah, it's weird because it looks real bright there but whatever but i i like the art in here i really Um, enjoyed the art yeah and i like this a little more than than last week because the jessica stuff i loved and that's what i really yelled about before that i wanted to know more about jessica now we have that i hope that we get an issue where we find out a little more about the red lanterns even more for people who don't know anything about it right uh i'm just afraid that where we said about the three, four books that people are going to, you know, issues that people will give it, if by the fourth issue you still don't understand really what's going on. Like you go into this and get so confused. We, we're we not going to have that. Me and you have the benefit of having read five years of books that this led from, or, you know, led into yeah. this. And we're never going to have a book where 
And if we do, then it's really batshit crazy. But yeah, we're not going to be like, oh, I don't understand why Batman would do this. Or, oh my God, what, you know, what's Tim to, like, it'd be like something where Tim would keep saying stuff about Batman Eternal and Batman and, and Robin Eternal, but it never being explained that we would be like, oh, we get it. But, you know, it's, it'd be weird. It'd be like, well, it's not even just the weird, but just showing you that action comics that was all the shit that you loved growing yeah. up that I didn't have a connection to, I didn't like the issue because it didn't do that nostalgia thing and the actual things that were going on didn't impress me because it, it was all just thrown together to me. But you had that nostalgia factor. I, I'm afraid that some of these people are going to go into this and just like, I don't know what the fuck, this Red Lantern stuff, I don't know, I'm out. But yeah, I, I like it though. I enjoyed it a lot more than the last one to sue. Um it seemed like a more low-key issue because not everything was being thrown at us. We just dealt with pretty much Lexmart to a degree. And yeah. I think it worked better because of that. And I, I hope we have a little bit of like explanation each time where we don't have a shit ton of things well, thrown at us. Well, that's what I mean. I, I hope that that's what goes on. I hope that we get a little more Red Lantern Rage Tower, yeah, yeah. Rage Seed. Then I even want more And then the Simon. issue of Emerald Sight. Yeah, we have the Emerald Sight and stuff like that. And is it is it weird that maybe that Emerald Sight comes out and then when Simon, if he turned the Red Lantern, that would lead it. We could, but we don't really know what that is. It's almost like the, the blood prophecy. Yeah, pretty much. It's almost like the same thing. Uh, what would you give? I gave it an 8 out of 10. I'd give it probably a 7-5. Okay. I have 7, but when we talked about it, I did really like um, – the Jessica stuff a lot. Oh, and then the art was right. really good. Oh my God, this one. Jesus Christ. Reggie, that is a picture of my son. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're back, Reggie. Yeah. Yeah, see, you're bashing my sons. I, I'm sorry, we are not the, the most handsomest family. You got I'll, that right. I'll attest to that. Damn Jeez. right. You shut your mouth. My kids are actually, you know, cute enough. I, I may enough be for to, what? To I be may kidnapped? be kidnapped. Enough to be noticed as kids. I don't know. They, you know, we, we walk around. They think it's a live action uh, thing of freaks. Listen, uh, I'm Reggie, a man, Eric. Reggie, Reggie, Jim's seen a lot of kids. He knows what a sexy kid looks like. Yes, that's a sexy kid. Let's get over oh, it. What book are we talking about, Reggie? We are talking about Aquaman number one, written by Dan Abnett, art by Scott Eaton, Wayne Foucher, and Gabe Al Tayeb. Black Manta shows up to blows up the Atlantean embassy, spin drift while fighting Aquaman in ankle deep water for the entire issue. Later, he gets picked up by what looks like a fake suicide squad. Yeah, this is weird. Um, this issue kind of came out. Well, it didn't kind of come out this week. It came out this week, but everything. That we get this issue is pretty much what we talked about the last time we talked about this book, when we talked about Aquaman number one, when Black Mana showed up. But a little Ray more Delane. detail about him killing yes. his father. Well, even that we, yeah, the whole thing, but we even said, like, oh, this is weird because Black Mana, the whole thing through the New 52, was, yes, he was mad at Aquaman. Um, but then with Forever Evil, he kind of realized without Aquaman, I don't have a purpose. He ended up joining the Suicide Squad, not being recruited, not being forced. He joined yeah. and because he needed a purpose. And then it went from there to while they were on a mission, he even joined the bad guys in the Middle East, again, because he always he needs to, to do something. Gym. Yeah, and he always <laughs> needs to do something. And then he kind of left that when the New 52, the Sean Ryan deal, he kind of just left. And I think actually he was just in this cell. Again, yeah. and it just kind of left at that. But um, I'm getting the idea now, and I said this to Eric, 
And we'll probably talk about it. We might have even already talked about it a little before already because of the way we do this disjointedly, the record. But I'm getting the idea where we said that the rebirth issues were tonal. You know, oh, we're setting the tone. Um, I'm getting to the fact that I'm trying to get it through my head now that these all this first arc of these issues not going to be as fresh and new as I thought. I really do think that all of these, and, and we'll talk about it in a second, about what we'll say is quote-unquote an arc length anymore yeah. because of this two a month. It, it really does throw it a little wacky. Um, but I think that these are like status quo. It you know These are setting these things up because this issue really is odd to me, but it's odd to me because I read all the new 52 Aquaman. I read yeah. Suicide Squad. I read Forever Evil. Uh, we always say that these these books were, oh, it's a jumping on point for new people. But there's also Aquaman fans who may not have read Suicide Squad it's and true. the New 52 and, and, or even Forever Evil. They may just get – and if you only had Aquaman, even you, having read all of the New 52, would not realize the character progression that – uh, that black man has gone through. Yeah, this is just to make sure we're all on the same but page. But it, it's a weird way to spell it out because this yeah. would be like if my whole thing, I, I hated Reggie until he bought me a pack of gum. And I want to show Eric that progression and we do the same exact thing. Like it, it, This issue isn't like Black Mana shows up and says, you know what? I hated your guts, but Forever Evil made me think different. But now I see what you're doing and it's wrong. It's back. It's like square well, we one again. That completely, yeah. yeah. It's like square one. It's like basically we're starting you, you sort again. of see the you sort of see an entire lifetime of conflict condensed into one yes, and into one issue fight in ankle deep water. Yes, in ankle I mean, deep that, water. I mean that's the other like thing that said. what really annoyed me, and you know this. <laughs> the, I think this is part of what there being two issues a month. That this might be one of the problems is that. You know, a real knockdown, drag out fight is like what twenty minutes. Yeah. So that, so that's how long the story has has been progressed. Yes. That's how much it's progressed is twenty minutes. Yeah, and we've since said, the last one. It's like the same twenty four. Yeah, son. and me, yeah, you know, me and you have said a couple times where we think that in the, at least this beginnings of the rebirth, where these issues are, they seem to be stretched and padded to hit this deadline of of twice a month, and yeah. it's it's a shame. Because I just I expect this starting. We're at issue two. This should be at a point where we're like, holy shit, you know, shit's all this and this new thing, and and but yet it's all seems to be a catch up, and and it makes sense. Well, I, even, I understand we're even catching it. up a bit with the Spindrift uh, like uh, yeah, station because yeah. that's where Dan Abnett left his run in the New Fifty Two yeah, yeah. and continued from there with the uh, Rebirth. And now it's almost like NBC in the 90s. If you haven't seen it, it's new to yeah, you. Yeah, it's new to you. Well, this even goes from when we, me and Reggie did the Rebirth number one when you were out doing something, Eric. You were out uh, pimping for money. I, I don't know. Oh, he was at the truck it. stop. Freaking, what is it? Getting a bus fare and then walking home? That's what I do, what baby. So, but we even said where they even had that throw in. Uh, yeah, you know what? When that when that throne of Atlantis shit went down, I lost my family, and it was like one page of just a throwout on a TV show, but yeah. it was there. Um, we had a mail earlier where uh, the the listener, a new listener, said that some of these it's not even enough for him. So it's really weird. I don't think you can win with the way that the direction they're going. The other thing I want to say is, do you get a concept? We we've had three issues. We had a rebirth one. And okay. one and a two of these books. So we've had three issues now. Do you get a like game plan 
within this whole concept of the the rebirth? Like, are you saying like, okay, I understand what they're going for with these first arcs? Because they said Jeff Johns is going to be, you know, hands on with all of these things. I, I just, it seems. I mean, not really. It seems That's to be it about the weird. deluge, you know. But yeah, they're not. It's nothing is really totally clear. And now Black Manta seems to have been taken. Well, that's we'll what I mean. This, this, sort of this issue, off the board, this so issue we... just yeah, it just seems to be an issue of like okay, the Aquaman and I think the Flash have been the worst of these, where it seems like they have a checklist of what they have to tell the people before they go on. You yeah, need Spindrift Station. You have to have that Mara is very close to Aquaman. If anything happens to Mara, he'll he'll be devastated. If uh, Black Mana, my father, uh, without you, I'm nothing. Boom, boom, boom. You go down the line. And it just to me. I mean, it, this is what Rebirth Number One should have been. Yeah. If this if this is what they wanted to do was to make a all right here everybody this is our status this is you know yeah. where like we I are. Like I said, I think that this I think that this was crazy the time thing to do it. Now we're three issues now. into it. Yeah. Now we're and still it's, doing the same thing. It's starting the drag. And yeah. uh, we, me and Eric, were trying to talk about it at work, and we don't really, you know, we have our nonsense uh, theories. What do you think now, because these two a month and how these stories are in the one and twos, what would you think the length of an arc is now? Like before before six. Yeah, four to six for normal. Do you think it's like now like 10 or 12 because Uh, of this padding? Because like you said, this story has only moved forward about 20 minutes in two issues. Well, they're always going to write for the trade. But yes. I think, I think so do you, you think could, they're going to do a double? Ch- I think a you ch- could start seeing, you know, part one. That's what I mean. I think that's what it's going to be, like a 12-issue arc. But now trades are going to be thirty nine ninety nine. Yeah, because it's going to be two fucking trades. You're going to have trade, like you said, it'll be the deluge or whatever. What is this called? What is the story called? I forget. The Drowning. Yeah, The Drowning. Yeah, so it'll be The Drowning, book one, and probably The Drowning. Yeah, it seems that way. This is The Drowning, you know, part two. And what the fuck has happened? Nothing. Nothing. We've had an explosion <laughs> and a fight. And, and, a, we, and, a, and a long, touching conversation. Yes. Well, we like last issue. And then we'll get into the issue now. Uh, obviously, Black Mana had blown up Spinder Station. Now, shit's gone real wrong now. We It looked like he was blowing up a hallway. It's still yeah. exploding. Boy, it is just going to town. And I like at the beginning where you have the... The surface dwellers and the Atlanteans, they're going to help each other trying to get through this, but there's still, there is that tone of animosity. And it's weird. I wish that we could just get past this. I really do. It's a social commentary of the day, though. We can't trust other nations. But it's always, we've had this now for five years. I know. That's That's all we've gotten. When they did the throne of Atlantis, it was the build up to that, then had the throne of Atlantis, and then everybody hated Atlantis since. And you that's that what we've way done. because you hate all races, including your yeah, own. Yeah, I do. Really. I do. You know, you uh, have yeah. no... honkies. Yeah, damn, <laughs> honky devils, is there? Except, but yeah, devil. as as everybody's trying to run and scream, I think that I do see one of those crisis actors in the middle of the <laughs> explosion. They sent a crisis actor this to spin right here? No, it's the guy who looks like a combination of Mo and Hitler. Do you see that guy when they're? Uh, it's the one where it's like, hey, get these oh, yeah, people right to safety. Yeah, yeah, I see. That's that's Hitler. And yeah. uh, so then you switch off to Aquaman fighting man, and now you're going to get all that. And he, it's uh, Aquaman's pissed. He, uh, before you mentioned last episode or last episode, last uh, yeah episode of our podcast, that Mana likes to shoot people through the shoulder. Uh, I don't. Is that just because you have to have a whole issue of fighting? He could have killed. He could have killed him, right? Yeah, but is it that he just? It's like I wanted to kill you, but I wanted to look you in the face 
and yeah. smell your last breath and then kiss you deep. That's weird, man. I'm and then <laughs> puck your eyeballs out and I, whatever he's going to do. Fuck the eye socket. Yeah, but he got, wasn't going to go to me. <laughs> I'm then I'm, I'm going to shit man. down oh, your throat, and then I'm going to get real hard and pull the shit out. And then get yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, Mana, or Mana could have killed him, but he didn't. And in the meantime, crikey. Crikey's there. Yep. She's there. Uh, the the woman knows. She knows five fucking words. One of them's Crikey, because yeah, she, and Aquaman's like, hey, uh, she knows bloody hell. Yeah, she knows too. bloody hell. You know who she reminds bloody me of? Hell. You know who she reminds me of? I said this to Eric and why I hate her. She reminds me of that Rebel Wilson. <laughs> oh yeah. If, if they, if this was a TV show or movie, I think Rebel Wilson would be that character, and I fucking hate her. She's she's standing up for ladies, man. Yeah, big women. That's yeah, how it is. She's a big woman. Big woman. In this, in this <laughs> panel what? where she's, she's saying a big woman. bloody hell. She's fucking annoying is what she is. But yeah. Well, in this panel where she's saying bloody hell, her face looks exactly like a blow-up doll. So she maybe does. that'll help. That is true. And, I and actually, a porn shop for five years. I know. She doesn't say, I think you read it. Maybe your copy is wrong. She doesn't, she goes, bloody hell. She does. Hell. Hell. What the God, what is going on there? Hell. Chip, 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 chewy. Oh, Please. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Aquaman does a cool move at that point. And it was a little confusing where I said it's like Riggs and Lethal Weapon. He has that harpoon through him and he jams it in the like he could pull it out. Good. Right? And in fact, I think that the way it's through him already, it's a lot easier to grab the front of that harpoon and pull it through. And pull it out, yeah. That's Instead, exactly what I thought. He jams it back into the wall. And then forces it out the uh, like back the long out. Way. Yeah, wow. Is he just proving he's a badass? He is. is that what he is? This entire issue, in my mind, is Aquaman is throwing it Mana's face that he is in fact a badass. A badass and a dick. Because really, the whole issue, you, you would think that this issue would have been because Black Man is like, you killed my daddy. Eric Shea don't have no daddy, now I do. <laughs> and then Eric's there and he goes, you know, Black Man, and next week we didn't know, he has to go to the Poconos to lay down flowers. <laughs> but uh, while they're doing this, um, Aquaman, jeez, I, I don't, we mention this all the time, that shit's going, I, there's somebody going out, I think somebody just got murdered outside. Uh, yeah. Aquaman is just, you would think that he's going with the thing like, hey, listen, uh, man, I, I'm sorry. I did kill your father. It was by accident. It was in, I was angry. I was an angry young man. Yeah, I was a young I, man. I reacted. I didn't know my power or my strength then, and I reacted out of anger. And you know what? I'm sorry that your dad died. It, I made my promise that it would never happen again. I said to myself, it will never happen again. Comes great uh, Yes, and I think about that every day. I just want you to know I know you'll always hate me for it, but believe me, I, I know how you feel. I lost my dad too. You know, give me a hug. <laughs> and instead, he just yells shit at Mana. Uh, Your yeah. father was no innocent. And I'm happy I killed like, him because yeah, it made me yeah, Aquaman. Basically, he's like, you know what? You should be happy I killed him because without your dad dead, there'd be no Aquaman, and everyone loves Aquaman. Yeah. It just comes off as a dick. And even after yeah. that, though, he just freaking goads freaking uh, Black yeah, Mana. It's always goading. Hey, look, look. If you kill me, you have nothing left. So here, take my try. Yeah. Do it, fucker. Kill yeah, me. Do it. You can't do it, you fucking pussy. Such bullshit. Yeah. And it just goes on. Uh, you, we said it is the fight and they live with Rowdy Ra <laughs> Roddy's yeah. trying to get the glass. And I said that the thing. David. Yeah, and Keith David. And the, the, the glasses here are just mana admitting that Uncle Man's a badass, I think. Like, okay, you're a badass. They'll stop. They'll fucking. Then they're going against aliens and, they, and then they'll see. But yeah, That's the right. whole thing is just. awesome. The whole thing is nonsense, though. It really is. And I, I wonder if it's somebody who. I, I always love that. Now, this is a weird book. 
because when the new 52 hit, if there was any book that if you were a fan of a character and you heard the hype, you were going to jump onto this one because the whole thing was Aquaman is cool. Oh, my God. Jeff, And it's Jeff Johns. Uh, Jeff Johns is making Aquaman a badass. If you weren't going to jump into your Aquaman book, that's your favorite character then, I don't know if you ever would. But even if you came into here, I, I don't get – you really – I don't get that you would like this Aquaman. I really Probably don't. Not. He's just a jerk. He seems very arrogant. Yeah. And, you know, but, and uh, he didn't until this issue, though. That's yeah. true. But yet this is the one that – you know, this is where we're starting man. it up. This is where we're starting up, where people are getting their first – glimpses of this and it's just weird also you would also get the idea i think that you'd be like oh man they've been fighting out for fucking the whole new 52 must have been black man and aquaman fighting rarely nope. was uh nope. you know we did get mention of ocean master a bit and we'll, we will get ocean master coming back um but yeah the, that's the only other villain really much, in the whole yeah and really that's the weird part. we didn't we barely had any big villains in the new 52 no. and you know We've why had scavenger twice though yeah. and the reason why for the most part is because the whole thing was dealing with aquaman dealing with the surface yeah even before dan abnett it was all that stuff when jeff parker jumped in after uh jeff johns he kind of tried to humanize him a little more. We saw more, like he went to the, the high school reunion. reunion. Yeah. He went to that. That was very, uh, it was fun. And he worked a lot of. Most memorable one. And his thing also seemed to be a lot of like trying to show Mara, like, hey, this is who I am. I got this part. That was nice. But, you and then know, we had we, the mythology of Mara going on with Zevil. Yeah, and yeah. All but that then, stuff. And then you had Cullen Bunn's nonsense, that disaster. Oh, and yeah, with Thule. And you really didn't get a lot of anything. And yeah, really, what, what are the you have Scavenger who's lame? You got Black Man who's kick ass. Yeah, Dead Water. And Fuck then it. you get also uh, Ocean Master are the big villains. I would have liked. I don't know if this is a book where if you're going to go forward, yes, you have to have Black Man, I guess, because this is that legacy thing that they promise. I don't know that they couldn't have twisted it to make Mana a surprise like ally, like one of those like an enemy of my you know, enemy. As an ally, sure. something like that. Well, that. I would have really have liked to act, uh, something gone wrong. Black man is there, like man, you did it, and man is like it ends with him. Sh- Let me help you up, my friend. Hello, I love. I love when, they twist, when they twist a villain on its ear like that. I like it. It reminds me of when uh, Forever Evil happened, and then. We had Lex Luthor and Captain Cold in the Just League, but we never did anything with that. No, really. that's what it always Not seemed. Really. And I would have liked that, uh, maybe do that. Like, and really. Like, yeah. Black the, Man has turned around, him and Aquaman team up to fight aliens, like you said. Yeah, aliens or even Ocean Master. Yeah. Or even a terrorist, like, uh, like, I would Sodor. Aliens. Yeah, like freaking Black Man shows up and he's like, hey, you know what? Uh, I, I want. I came to kill you, but you know what? You're you're kind of right here. I want to help, and whatever the case Put these may glasses be. On. But yes, and but it would continue that progression of Black Mana being a better guy, and it, this is it's just right back to square one. It, Wait, it's almost as if Black Mana has been mind wiped, and he's back to being crazy. On the satellite. Yeah, it, it seems it really does. But, but no, I'm telling you, by the time we end this issue, though, we are right back to square one where we left Black Manum before all of his character development where he knows, fuck, I can't kill Aquaman because I'm an empty shell of a man. Well, yeah, yeah, I have yeah. nothing left. Well, here you go. If you really want to say what this is, you have where he goes to fight him, like in the beginning of New 52. In the middle, he Aquaman says, you're nothing without me. I define you. That's pathetic. That's kind of forever evil. And yep. then at the end, he goes off with a fake suicide squad. Well, so it is Black Mana in the whole New yeah. 52 here. And I yeah. don't know why we need that. We get more of Black Mana than Aquaman. And who knows going forward, 
how this is going to work out. Maybe maybe I'm Mana saying, will go with Aquaman to defeat this crazy hook and ladder or whatever. What the fuck are they cr- called? Crane and Blackjack. Hook and ladder. Shoots and ladders, baby. They show up. But, yeah, there is not much to talk about in this issue of, like, a play-by-play. Black yeah. Mana and Aquaman fight. Aquaman tells... Black Manna, that he's a piece of shit and yeah. nothing without him, and he's pathetic and should just realize that. And then My daddy end, is better than you your go daddy. from that to, to Black Manna just leaning down in the knee, the, you know, knee high water. And then <laughs> the next thing, he's being taken away by people. You never even get the whole thing. Like, you would have thought he would have tried to escape. I'm, yeah. I'm getting the fuck out of here. He's defeated. He's so defeated, but it's like from that. From that verbal beating he just got in that last eight minutes, he's now went from "I'll never rest I until you're dead" for months. Now yeah. I'm so defeated, uh, I'm he, over. He is like Roger in American Dad. That was a persona he really, really enjoyed. And now Ray <laughs> Delane is gone. He has nothing. He he threw away that sweater, and he can't yeah. do it. But yeah, he really. It's almost like he's defeated, but it's too quick. Yeah. I mean, he's mentally done. He is now as he was when he joined the Suicide Squad in the New 52. The guy is a, a fucking – he's a roller coaster ride of emotions. That's this what, black man you, needs help. Even at the end of this, I cannot foresee how it will like, progress because we have Crane and Blackjack, whatever Shoots this thing ladders. is. This wannabe Suicide Squad from what we know right now. It seems like they want to recruit him, and why not take on Aquaman since it's Aquaman book? Yeah. You know, they obviously want to do something with Aquaman. Yeah, they do. They, they, and they said we have a mutual interest. Been, mutual exactly. interest is killing Aquaman. Yeah. He's not about it anymore. No, but he will be, I guess. Why? I'm hoping that... It's, to go along with the clip. I'm hoping that he turns on them and, again, becomes a good guy and then disappears for a while. Black yeah. Mana really, from what we got all Maybe of, and I love Black Mana. Maybe we learned that uh, Black Mana actually loves Lionel Trains. He might. And that's, that's what this is. That, that's you know, all that they it is. enjoyed that. He gets huge <laughs> on that circuit. Yeah. I, 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 what, like fucking Rod Stewart? Isn't I mean, he a big he, train guy, Rod I don't Stewart? Know. I think he is. Uh, he, but he, really, Here's what, the thing is, is that if you did jump on here, this whole – transition of aquaman to like defeated person is not earned no, you know it's that's and what if you I read mean. the whole new 52 you're you already pissed off you've happen. already seen it so, so it's the best of no worlds yeah it's you know what like, i mean you're you're not getting a lot of anything and in this issue unfortunately i love brad walker's art in the last issue in the rebirth this is scott eaton yeah and it's just not as that. good it's okay I'll say but it, it's it went not back as good. and forth for me where it, I liked it a lot and then it would just go sideways. Well, I'll tell you, I think that that's going to be a trend going forward because of these rush schedules where you're going to have where – yeah, like you you look at the last page, the cliffhanger, pretty good. Yeah, I like yeah. it. Shoots and ladders is there. But what, Blackjack? I, Blackjack I and Crane. I don't yeah. know. I'm telling you. We I don't, don't know think those soldiers or, or whatever they are are actually uh-huh. Blackjack or Crane. I think they're the soldiers it's for the organization. It's funny because it seems to call out that Crane. It's like Crane to Blackjack. Vehicle coming into range now. Copy that Crane. Secure. Oh, so yes, copy that Crane. Secure the asset. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I guess. And no, it seems like it's. It's Blackjack telling Crane because it doesn't say I'm securing. It just says secure. I see that's I don't know. You would think that the lady there is Blackjack. Looks I like that would that be the Jackson name. Boy's name. Yeah, and but you have the the. It's a black. What is makes you think that's Crane? What's Crane? Crane's a female name and what Mandarin? Yeah. Kenji sure. Kong here. I'm Kenji not even gonna Kong. go into it. Don't Kong even Keenan. start yeah, it. Let's not let's not open that Keenan up. Keenan Ivory Wayans. <laughs> but yeah. Um, I, I just I think we're going to get that with art. I think there's going to be a lot of issues where we say like, boy, you know, three panels were really kick ass, but a couple of things look rushed because they're just trying to get these out. I think that number one priority is not story. 
It's not legacy. Continuity. It, no, not continuity. Oh. Number one priority <laughs> is deadline. They do not want these things to fall behind. They have That's really, always, you know, DC is is very, believe it or not, pretty strict about their deadlines. And, yeah. and them it to the really, other it really became a problem with a lot of these books. And they and Dan DiDio and, and Jim Lee came out and specifically said, "Oh, we had these weekly books. We never miss a deadline. That shows we can do it." They really stressed that. Yeah, and, uh, I, shit though, guys. yeah, yeah. But it, still, they realized, and that was a testing ground of these multiple creative teams and things like that. So I think that we're going to get parts where they're like, listen, if you have a twenty-page thing, you know, four pages, you can get a little, you know, whatever. Get a little sloppy. Get a little sloppy, and also, <laughs> hey, hey, writers, you want to have an extended six fucking page fight scene in the middle for no reason? I'm telling Why you, go read action comics. You'll get that as well. Yeah, I think that we're seeing that a lot in these, where I think that the writers are all kind of trying to get their footing of what needs to go in each issue and how you can extend this and not extend it and do that. But Yeah, uh, it kind of puts your regular timing off for yeah, it normal does. arcs. Though I really do like it, it when a new book comes out, it, it surprises me. Like you'll you'll get to a way like, oh, ba- Batman's out again or this Aquaman yeah. was a weird one because we had that fifth week where we had the annuals last week and Aquaman was one of those the week before. Yeah. So yeah. It, it, did, it didn't take that three-week break like a, a Wonder, Wonder Woman, Woman did then and things like that. So there are some shifting how they do it, but yeah, nothing we'll has not As we go along, we may find that this works better well, yeah, in, and, in, well, in hindsight, you know, but... Uh, well, we'll in fact, that. you know, you may find out that Aquaman does not sell that well and they... Push it yeah. back to once a month as well. Yeah, this that, would probably be one of the books that will that will happen. That eventually. may happen. Yeah. Uh, what'd you give it, Reggie? Give it a six point five. Yeah, I think I'd give it a six. Yeah, I think I'd go six point five. And as well, I huh? don't know if it was one of those. If you are an Aquaman fan, but stay. Like I said, it's weird for me to say an Aquaman fan that stayed away from the New Fifty Two because at least until Jeff Johns twenty five. Yeah, why would you, until why the would you stayed issue, away? Then? There is that like that has to be one of the better runs of Aquaman. Although it, I can see you having walked away at a certain point. No, but, I'm saying you know, when you he, would have when, at least gotten when up Jeff to Johns evil. left at twenty five. Yeah. Maybe then you're like, okay, I came on with Jeff Johns and that's okay, I'm done. But yeah, for just to skip it. You completely. would have gotten all this stuff. Yeah, in yeah, that you would have. Yeah, you would have so. gotten most of the stuff. But yeah, uh, we're gonna move on. All right. Green Arrow number two, Eric. Green Arrow number two. Trying to get your notes? Green Arrow <laughs> dose. No, I have it. I was waiting for you to respond. I thought maybe you were getting your notes. Yeah. You like that variant <laughs> cover of this. Yeah, right. Uh-uh. Damn straight. Not on my watch. Boosh. No ticket. <laughs> Green Arrow number two, written by Ben Percy, art by Otto Schmidt. It's the last issue, Eric. Oh, that sucks. And Nate Picos. Picos. Hey, Picos. Green Arrow is dead. Long live Green Arrow. (laughs) Say it. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, we find out that Oliver... Yeah! (laughs) Oliver is, in fact, alive, and after being rescued by Henry, Henri, and nursed back to existence by his horny little grandma, he finds (laughs) out that his world is gone. His company. His money. His apartment and his friends all gone. He at least has his Green Arrow cave, which better be called the Quiver, Eric. And at least one old friend coming back to Seattle. Yep, me and Eric argued about who the old friend that Oliver mentioned in Green Arrow Rebirth was, and it looks like it was Diggle. Yep. Right? Not Hal Jordan. Never thought about Diggle. Not Hal Jordan. Not Roy. Not Roy Harper. Every, 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 every issue of this book surprised me with how much I like it more than what we got before. 
and I hope that continues. Um, Me as well. I like this issue. There, there is some hocus pocus going on that I don't really understand, and I didn't mind it though. I, I did like it, and I, I worry. I love Juan Ferreira's art as a just a still picture thing, and really though, I think it, this book, the way it's been set up, lends to Juan's uh, style. I can see that. Yeah, I, I think that it's going to be good, but boy, I like it's Otto. Auto, something fierce. Yeah, I like Otto Schmidt, and it's weird with the, that rebirth. I, the first couple of pages, I was thrown off. I like it here, but yeah, no, I'm you, not going to be able to live without it. Yeah, you start. I we'll we'll deal with it. Uh, the the issue starts. <laughs> <laughs> He's gone. The issue starts with Shadow and Emiko driving the speedboat. Oh, the speedboat. The speedboat <laughs> to dump Oliver's body in the. I guess it would be the Seattle Bay. I am not from. I hope somebody's from Seattle. Are there orcas in the Seattle Bay? That seems very odd to me. I don't know. It is. I mean, I've seen them. We you had know, a this sea is, line in the last issue, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. Or a walrus. I don't I know. What it was. I think maybe a walrus. I, I'm. Are you with me that when you see orcas, that it just throws you off? Because it throws me off. And I remember when they had the movie Orca. The killer that was whale. Like the the you had Jaws. We'll have Orca. And it. Just, and no matter what, in Orca Jim. Yeah. It was. Always personal. Yeah, well, it always is. Do you ever see that one where the orca eats that seal? There's that nice seal, like, jumping in the water, and then this orca comes and just swallows it? It's fucked up. you got to <laughs> look that up. It's fu- But it, I don't know why they threw in the orcas. It, it always throws me off. I don't know why. I'm telling um, you, I'm not familiar with Seattle as well, but the fact that they kept calling the water Puget Sound. Yeah, I, I've heard really that. threw me off. Yeah, I I've don't heard know that. It. Uh, I just do, I don't know the wildlife. I just stick with sharks. You say the sharks are going to get them. I'm fine. I think, where are the jets? Just go with, uh, he'll Eric, drown. where are the jets when they're going to fight the sharks and the jets? You I get, get you. you. You get it? You get it, Eric? <laughs> He's snapping. Yeah, I'm terrible <laughs> at snapping. Uh, now the orcas threw me off. But yeah, uh, I'll tell you, though. I have always been impressed with the drowning will get Otto Schmidt's credit pages. And here it's the watery depths of the credits i love it i, I like love it i thought that was so good but yeah this, you find out or you realize then that this is actually oliver's speedboat uh they dump his body they plant the evidence they're like dirty cops get they some plant, booze in there yep, some it's so funny too because it, it would seem to me that this is like it, it's such a setup you know what <laughs> i mean somebody's going to show up and it's like there's blood that's a little odd but then there's five needles here there's a fucking bag of coke there and it's just what was he doing out here with his sister yeah really but yeah and shadow basically says to emiko like get get used to this don't cry he's done you're done we're gonna be our family again and here they are the people who are in charge of us and i I don't know how what the fuck is this thing ship shows up and it that is eric that's the inferno jesus christ it's like a goddamn star destroyer out of nowhere it shows up and it looks cool as shit, but yeah, I, it it's, really it's, looks cool. It, it does not belong no, here. It is so weird that nobody would see this. Um, but yeah, she's like, "Hey, there, here they come, our masters, Eric. They're burn victims." Um, I tell you, what, what, what was that, mom? The the burning, the burn victim. I'm burn. out. Sorry, yep, I made burn. a mistake. Here mom. they are, the burn. You look. You have a do you fucked have the up book? lifestyle. Do you, have, do you have the book open? Oh, of course I do. Look at that little teeny guy. You see them there when they go, the burned. Yes. There's all these big guys. There's this little teeny guy right in the middle, 
I don't know if he's the bad guy, like the bad, like, bad I, guy. I don't Little like teeny my, guy. I don't like my superheroes killing, but however, by the end of the I story, I better kill oh all my of God. these fucks. When, when I got this and I started reading it to review, I started laughing so hard. I even put, I said, the fucking worst villain ever for Eric Shea. The burned and and also their ships called the Inferno and I thought boy a bunch the, of one trick fucking I, I think that they're going to go with that throughout the whole time and I really want it it's like they're freaking yeah Oliver you're like a moth to the flame hey I have all these things like the fire burns deep inside me Jim and what, what do the burn do on weekends when they don't have to work what do they do barbecue <laughs> I thought you were gonna say they burned one. Yeah, and, and uh, burn one. I even put here in my notes that like you hear all the they music, fire water. all the music on the Inferno is all fire based songs. It's like like my fire, fire by Jimi Hendrix, but also they throw in fire sing- starter, yeah, fire starter, and then single ladies because everybody likes the dream, Eric, <laughs> single ladies. <laughs> but yeah, they they go and the, the burn and they do throw. She throws in like. The burned are here, and now we're going to, you know, we're part I'm of the ninth, ninth circle. Yeah, right there. We have a lot of songs. But uh, I just like, okay, the ninth circle, we got the burned. It's very odd that they're, that uh, Ben Percy's throwing in some more bad guys. I thought that freaking Red Mask Broderick was okay. Just the Red but Mask. You're getting, like, each issue, it seems you're going deeper into the rabbit hole of villain. Now, do, do the burning work for Mr. Red Mask, or is it vice I, versa? I actually, no, I think that he works for them. I think that they, well, it's weird, because remember when they were trying to plan this, like, oh, Oliver knows, he was calling, he's like, no, no, we can't have Shadow kill him yet, we want to make it so that he's completely destroyed, and then yeah. we saw Shadow attack him. And it seems that she's working for uh, the burned. Yes, but it I, also seemed to work with the fucking yeah, Mr. Redface's plan. I think that maybe the burned are you think, a You think Mr. Redface man is just a poser? It's why he wears that red yeah, mask Yeah, I to think fit that's in? why he does. He tries to fit in. Oh, don't worry, guys. Know. I'm burned underneath yeah, this mask. Yeah, look at me. I'm burned. I'm, I'm fucking burned. I'm burning oh, Let me see. Rubber. No, I, I don't want to take this off. I'm ashamed. Yeah, yeah, I'm ash- you know what? You guys are very strong-willed, and you'll go out and show it. I'm not ready yet. I'm not very, yet. I'm a very vain man. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, I don't know. I get the idea that the burned and the ninth circle are the main guys, okay. and then they go around and people do things and whatever. Like, what about the like, underground men? Like, I I don't know, but yeah, I, I'm going. Sounds like called right, the underground men. Uh, yeah, I call them the sewer <laughs> men. I usually uh, call them the Nosferatu's. Yes, we then we go up. Well, these burn guys look even more like it. They, they're uh, burn victims, Eric. If they came it's like to the you, the worst party ever. The they, burned and the Nosferatu. They, is it left to go in to pay the cover charge, or was uh, it right? It's straight. Oh, straight. So they're going straight, and they want you oh, to God. stamp their hands. Go get takeout, guys. You, yes. We don't want you here. Yes, uh, but then we go to Abu Dhabi. Abu Dhabi. How do you Abu say Dhabi? It? Abu Dhabi. I always mess it up. It's Abu weird. Dhabi. It's where it's, yeah, Abu Dhabi. it's weird, though, because I really wanted them to go to Kondok. Everything's bad in Kondok. But, yeah, Diggle is hired to protect some fucking idiot. Fail. Uh, yeah. It's, it, it, the guy, it, I don't know who's worse, Diggle or the guy. The guy doesn't pay attention and follow rules. But at one point, the guy just steps away and the guy gets killed while Diggle is yelling stuff. By, I'm guessing, the burned? Yeah, yeah, it is. Because and they just set people on fire. De- yeah, that's that's their thing. I but know, but like, do they Abu all have Dhabi. fire powers when they grab a hold of you? Uh, I think yeah. 
Okay. I think that they have some sort of firepower. It looks like there's the guy. So they're all. He's they're a all burn victim. He grabs him and he fucking bursts into flame. And then the other big thing. Oh, Diablo. The other thing is they always put these coins in the eyes when they do that. The ninth circle. The coins. ninth circle coins. Yep. While this is going on, what throws uh, Diggle off a bit is he gets a encrypted message that Oliver Queen is dead. Gets that uh, over the deal. Do you think that is Emiko? I can't tell you, honestly. I don't know who that is. It's weird because who else would or no, it's it's too soon. I was gonna say maybe it's Oliver, but it's too soon. He's still very, yeah, he's, he's still, still washing up. up to shore. Uh, I think it has to be Emiko. Maybe it's Shadow. Maybe, maybe we're it's wrong. the burn trying to get everything Ooh. like Diggle's his only friend maybe left in the world. Maybe it's Broderick. Maybe it is Broderick. Yeah, maybe but and then no, it does spell out the to revenge Queen's death because it gets another thing. To revenge Queen's death, follow See, Canute's money. The guy he's, he's protecting. I know for some reason though, I, I, I'm okay if this is Emiko sending this to like you know bring Diggle as backup. But for some reason, it really just seemed like a trap to me when I read it. Well, if it is, then it's. But it's weird. It be maybe it's one of those things where there's Broderick. He's involved. He isn't the main guy. He's kind of among and because he's not man. burned yet. He's yeah. a, he's got a pretty face, and he's playing both sides where. He what he wanted really was Oliver gone. Oliver's gone now. Now he wants to kind of cover his tracks. He wants to get rid of this ninth circle. He doesn't want to be involved anymore. He can't. Yeah, he's got he's, his own underground men in this fucking deep. human trafficking. He's in too deep though. He can't just quit. So he wants to do that. Who knows? We'll see. Oh, yeah. um, Still up in the air with these bad guys. Yep. Yeah, but then uh, you have the news report. And we got a lot of bad guys. Yeah. You have the news report that Oliver's dead and really just crazy shit. He was found. Uh, oh, they found him. Alcohol, drugs, of blood. And then Better also the pack. thing thrown in where they found his secretary washed up ashore. Oh, that's what it was. For some reason, and I thought they said no, his sister. No, no. It's, it's weird. That's what it is. And it's, it's weird because they're really like making it seem to me like, yeah, it says in murder-suicide. Like he killed her yeah. and then must have killed himself. Well, but, he talked a little bit too much to uh, uh, Broderick's freaking go- uh, secretary in the last issue. Well, and it goes fully into the whole – and they even like make it seem like uh, later the next scene is Broderick having a press conference and basically says, listen, we knew Oliver was a piece of shit. It was a see he had a secret life. He was bad. He struggled with drugs and alcohol and pretty much was saying that he was a molester at work. Like, <sighs> oh, he misappropriated funds, workplace bullying, philandering, da da da. And I really thought to myself, like, I would be there hearing this sound. Why didn't you help him? It, it just says, yes, the struggles with drugs and alcohol, the philandering, whatever. He, he's, you, you can't know, help somebody who doesn't name. want to be helped, Jim. It's just odd. That he's saying this and not like fully come at, like say, we tried to help him, but you know what? Some people can't be helping, unfortunately, or led to this. It just made me think that you'd be like, you piece of shit. Tony, you, you're talking about that. I'm like, the wild dog militia. Well, then they said, about this. in other news, the so-called wild dog militia, and then you, you turn the channel, it seems, <laughs> even though this is on the side of a fucking building. But yeah, yeah. uh uh, Black Canary. Now, this also leads from the last issue of the variant cover had the wild dog militia yeah. fighting Oliver on the rooftop. I'm almost thinking that this has a tie-in with Diggle. That Diggle is somehow... Diggle's a part of the wild dog militia? I'm almost thinking that maybe he's a reimagined wild dog. Oh, that's that, weird. that would be him. I don't know. I don't know. That's just out of my ass. Just maybe the wild dog. Sudden, wild dog's an old pal of his. Maybe bring we'll him see. in. But yeah, it seems like they're really pushing wild dog to be in this book because now this is the second time. It's so last... strange to like have this character wild dog and create a whole militia around him. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's a bunch of wild dogs. Yeah, I don't know how it is, but maybe we'll see that. We know who wild Diggle dog is. comes back and tell them why they're the militia's wild dog bailed, and it was Diggle. But I don't know. But yeah, uh, Black Canary does not. Uh, she doesn't believe anything she's hearing. There's no way Oliver did this. But she also kind of is like, you know what? This all goes into play. I told him anybody gets close to me gets hurt. And um, I got mad at this. I'm like, why are you making this about you, Black yeah, Canary? Yeah, I know. Uh, but then she said, I'm going to kill. Your lover needs fucking whoever, help. Whoever killed Oliver, I'm going to kill him. Oh, yeah, she's going to And at least I like that and took that girl, Emiko, and she's going to save Emiko. And I just thought, what about that poor secretary? That poor woman just went to work. She just happened to be at the wrong place at the wrong time and very convenient to throw in there. That woman, avenge her death. You know, these other, Emiko, Oliver. Tell the they, family what happened. Yeah, Emiko and Oliver have done some crazy shit. You know what? If they're, they're in a line of work that, you know, you can get killed. This lady just was showing up as a secretary. She is dead and used to a point with like, oh, she, the woman probably is married. Now that the father or the husband, I mean, thinks that she was fucking Oliver. She, my, my wife didn't do drugs. Why was she on this boat? Oh, Father's at the freaking funeral, yeah. telling everybody, "I didn't realize my daughter was a slut." Yeah, and that the that kids. She comes from a the, very strict family. Saying. And very, that, very I'm saying, religious. and her husband, they have five kids. They're like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> Mom never left at night. She always came home. Oh, it really upset me. Then, <laughs> then you move on, and then yeah, then you get Henry, who I think belongs. I, I if he's playing a video game. He has to be playing with Cullen, right? Cullen is the only other one who, in the middle that. of a fucking disaster or a fucking tragedy, is worried more about his video games. I would think that he knows about, you know, Oliver, and he does. He actually spells it out later, but it's way later uh, that he doesn't believe him or doesn't believe half the things that he heard. But oh, yeah. he, he gets a, a distress signal. He knows Oliver signal. well enough. He gets a distress signal, but it's Emiko's. And I did look back to see if there was any time where it looks like she planted her homing beacon on Oliver. And you, you can't say, but there was a lot of in-between time. Yeah, yeah, but that's yeah. what we you're don't... led to believe. Again, maybe that's not the case. Maybe this is all a setup. We just didn't know that Shadow wanted to set it up. I don't know. I really but do But in think... my mind, it was Emiko. No, no, she would have done it. I still, I'm telling you, I still think Shadow is not fully bad. It's just I weird. hope not. Well, it was really odd because they really did spell out, no, we can't have Shadow do this yet. And then the next page she was doing it almost like she knew that she had to jump in and do it. But again, she did throw him off the fucking boat <laughs> for the orcas and the sharks. Even just you look at that, that fucking where he is found. I don't know how he could get hit up on shore like that on those rocks without dying. But he's, he's a strong there. fella. Yeah, he's there. He, uh, Riddle with holes. Hen and Hen rocks. Henry's just aghast. Oh my God, Oliver! Uh, uh you know it was I Emmy's can't carry things. I'm so out of shape. Yeah, and really, I I need to get back. My guild needs me to do a, <laughs> a, a speed run. Uh, there's the Puget Sound. Uh, but yeah, he gets the body, and takes and it looks like at this one point that Oliver is heading to Heaven's Gate. And kind of comes back. Suicide pact? Well, no, I'm saying he's... Heaven's Gate? He's, yeah, yeah. He's dreaming. He's I really dying, like the scene. And it's weird because it does lead into almost a thing with the burned again. Because it all is leading down into a pit of fire where I believe that would be Broderick there smiling yes, and Broderick. laughing at him there. I think that this is him... Even if he's not dying and this is just like a dream because he's not fucking loopy... Um, 
he kind of is tr- kind of learning what is going on, or at Which least is you weird. See, uh, at least you see he has some sort of thing, but it's like spiritual. Who knows? Even the dragon there has the ninth circle eyes in oh, that yeah, cage. Yeah. So yeah, I didn't there's even something. That. Jesus yeah, there's Christ. something weird going on. Um, that it's just going. And then I, I'm gonna say that while like Shadow and Emiko were like you know boat riding out, and Oliver was they were talking. Semi, they were talking. But I like about this. Shit. I like I this. Pa- this page looks it's, awesome. It's badass. Uh, but I like it that it's kind of like one of those. It, it is hokey, but it's kind of like those spiritual things. Like he is kind of on death's door, and he's kind of learning some things. Who knows? Maybe he was supposed to die. But uh, you go and Henry, uh, his nene. His whip and nene His whip and his nay Gonna give me whip. whip. Uh, and nay-nay. it's like it's like ghost because he in his dream there he thinks he's making out with fucking black canary. He's making out with nene air. Nene, what are you doing? Look at nene. He isn't a bad kisser. And then I think when he woke up and he's like, ah, and he's like, who the hell are you? I think right away he's thinking, wait a minute, what happened in that dream? Did I fuck her? <laughs> and I, no, no. Thank God. Thank God. And. uh yeah, he's like, who so are you? washing you and, ki- like, you know, the thing oh, is. Oh, yeah, shaving him. Sh- I'm like, where? When has oh, she been shaving you him? you know where. How do you, oh. Yeah, everything else is hairy. He's, she's <laughs> shaving down below. She likes it free and clear down there. Uh, yeah, but then there's Henry. Hey, that's my nene. If it wasn't for her, you wouldn't be alive. And that's where I was kind of joking last week when I said about Oliver Queen being brought back with acupuncture and broth. It's soup or whatever. And I don't mind it. It is no. kind of funny. Uh, you know, other times she's like a little Yoda. Look at her. Look at the cute little Yoda. <laughs> I don't Yoda. want to look at her. And yeah, she did a little hocus pocus and brought him back. And she bathed him too. That's the other one. He's like, I didn't. My wounds. Yeah. They've healed. Yeah. I told yeah. you, man. Nene took care of Nene, you. Nene, she kicks ass. The one thing that seems funny to me is he's there and he's like, uh, well, he says, what happened? How did this happen? Uh, we found a lot of arrows, including this one. And then it jogs his memory. I remember what happened. And then when he's like, how long have I been out? I Weird. like that Henry's like, I don't, know. I don't know. You would think you would lost know. Lost track. You know what I mean? You'd be like, yeah. boy, it's been seven days and he didn't Seriously. stop. At you least lost that. track of two weeks, Henry? Yeah, two weeks. He is a piece of shit. Is this the start to set you up to not get more upset later that of how much of a piece of shit he is? But yeah, he's like. No, that's just absent-minded Henry to mind. But I later just, on, I don't know. Like, I have, I'm okay with a bit of it. You don't like it. Yeah, but, I don't like it. Uh, but I'll, it was set up. Is one yeah. of the reasons it was really set up. But yeah, they go, uh, he's like, I gotta get home. And he's like, you can't do that. They go, they are working quick to get two rid of everything. Two goddamn weeks. Jesus they, Christ. Two weeks and he shows up and they are gonna demolish his building where he lives. And I, did they move everyone? I assume I that this was tons of people. He has a Sherwood shirt on. There's no way that this is fucking just and for Oliver. Nobody, nobody recognizes him. He's obviously Oliver Queen. He has no freaking disguise. No, man, Oliver's, and, Oliver's Queen And it's dead. funny, too, because she, because Nene shaved him, she kept the same facial hair, there's nothing, and he is a fan of Sherwood Schwartz with that shirt, the yeah. creator of... Uh, Brady Bunch and the Gilgans Island. That's I think that's a shout out to that. Or not Sherwood Forest. Nope. No. Robin Hood. Brady Brady Bunch. Brady and, Bunch. And, uh, Gilgans, Gilgans Island. Island. Yeah, because he was on the island. <laughs> At one point, he was on the island. He was. That he, does make some sense. He was stranded, Eric, and he. It's all a family. And at the beginning of the Brady Bunch, they all were fighting. <laughs> I don't know, but yeah, he's there, and he's 
down and out. And he goes to this guy, hey, what are you doing with my home? And the guy's like, yeah, you're home. Keep dreaming, you son of a bitch, and go back to the Go have another one. He, he hits the button. I don't know who was in charge of figuring out the blast <laughs> Seriously, radius. Seriously, man. That person should be fired immediately. I but, think that maybe it's because they rushed it too quick in this two weeks. Because, I don't know. Boy, this part, though, is so over the top. Oh, man. my goodness. And then, not yes, not then only the it's fact the, that the blast radius fucking has to blow Oliver back with a gigantic thum, yep. and then it's the, no. Oh, my God. It's the, my partner died. And it's rain. It's even like looks like it's raining there. He's there. I want to pan out till we get to fucking Jupiter, even where I'm he's yelling. He didn't rip his shirt open. Oh, there. That'd be great. He likes Sherwood Schwartz, though. He's not going to ruin that shirt. And then he's there. It looks yeah. like everything's blown up. He like comes to and just looks and goes, oh, <laughs> development funded by Queen Industries. Would you have thought any different? No, no. I think that already I would have thought. And by this point. Now, I guess they do push that he gets up and, like, fuck it, I got to go. Yeah. Maybe he doesn't know. It's funny. I In another thing, in a movie or some sort, there would be another scene where, in a twist or whatever, he would have went right to Broderick. Oh, yeah. Went, oh, Broderick, I don't know what. And Broderick would have pretended that he was, you know what I mean? But they obviously this is the type where he has to pretend or they have to keep thinking he's dead. Uh, then it kind of ends Canary, so over the top. Yeah, that, that part is pretty bad. Uh, Canary goes to check out the boat. And I hate this part, well, too. Well, I do, too, because he goes to check out the boat. This seemed to be Oliver's boat. Nobody questioned Oliver's boat. Like, nope. they found, we found Oliver's boat. Why the fuck is there a ninth circle fucking thing on the boat? And even if it wasn't, like, if it's... I don't know why they would brand this goddamn yeah. boat with this yeah. ninth it, circle. I'm telling you, the minute I saw it, it's the Black Hole Gang or whatever in exactly. Flash. They kill a guy and then spray paint a wall. Hey! <laughs> You know what? Let's get away with this. Wait a Everybody's minute. I got to stop here. I'm tagging this. Why yeah. would this be on there? Is this like one of those things like it's not even doesn't even make sense. Like I was going to say, like this warns. No, you are leaving evidence and evidence that, yes, Black Canary ties into Batgirl's database, but you're still leaving evidence. Why are you leaving that there? She's like, oh, I thought this was a mark that Driftwood left. She scans it. It comes up. As the ninth circle, where they have seen all these, you know, coins and these dead people's coins left and burned up dead people, and it's just crazy. And it leads to as she's talking about like Dante's Inferno and the nine circles of hell. Uh, you go and there's Oliver. He's going to go down in his uh, what does he call it? The, the fucking, quiver. <laughs> no, I wish he calls it like he says a, a certain doomsday cellar. That's right. I have my doomsday cellar. My worst case scenario. He gets down there. He's all upset. He calls fucking. Uh, Henry. Henry. Also, there is a weird thing. Did you see when he's there and it looks like it kind of looks like he might be showering? He is showering. At, isn't that very similar to when Aquaman, Aquaman was yes. showering in Convergence? It's almost the exact same thing. Very weird. But yeah, he calls Henry. Hey, Henry. And it's funny, too. Doesn't even talk to Henry like it's right off. Hey, I got You need to do this. You need to do that. And I got to get blueprints. I this need is to why do this. I'm half okay with this. Well, it's okay. He has been a dick, but he he definitely knows that Broderick is in 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 involved. Right. I'm fucking. What am I getting a stutter? Uh, because he, that's the first thing he says. I need surveillance on him, and he's like, Hey, by the way, Ollie. Uh, yeah. I I don't fully believe what the people are saying. Everything, but he, you got to pay me. And I'm like, really? And he's like, hey, come on, I'll pay you when I pr- you know, prove my innocence, whatever. No, no, uh, uh, this is the danger. The danger part I don't mind. But then he's like, I got bills to pay. What, what the fuck has he been doing? 
The motherfucker just plays video games all the time and stands in front of that fucking computer. You don't think that he can do like six other things while he's doing this to help his fucking... I still consider him a buddy. I'm okay with it because when I was reading Ben Percy's last run of Green Arrow before the rebirth, Oliver, for no reason whatsoever, was the biggest dick to Henry throughout. And I'm like, I actually got angry at Green Arrow. What have you seen Henry do besides sit his fat ass at that computer? He's doing all the freaking intel work. But he, yeah, but I'm saying, what what is he going to use to pay the bills? He's other saying this is what he's going to work. Yeah, but he could kind of do that together. Plus, here is the main, main thing about this. Oliver should get out, get dressed, get out of that fucking shower. Henry needs to die because he knows everything about him. <laughs> he knows who's Green Arrow. He knows he's alive. Yeah. He knows all of he knows now where he is and I really do think this is set up. I think Henry's going to go to TMZ or so. I think he is going <laughs> to I think he's going to do pay something. The bills. I think he's that's how you pay the bills. You fucking sell him out. I would kill him. Henry dead. And it this is all stressed from the Black Canary, oh, anybody around you is only there for the money. And, oh. Exactly. Henry, Henry's not your friend. He's on the payroll, and now he does that. So it was forced. But, yeah, I really think you got to kill Henry. I don't know how you can <laughs> leave him alive. Do not kill Henry Green Arrow. You can't leave him alive. It, what would he, he's the one who – he's the only one who knows he's alive now. you got to kill him. And Nene. Kill him. He, yeah, and Nene's dead too. She was getting a little too personal. I think he's in that shower and he's slumped over because he's like, why are my balls shaved? I don't like my balls being why shaved. Why do I have lipstick around my shaft? Yes, why is that? And why is it the shade that Henry loves? Uh, yes, but yeah, he's like, hey, everybody's gone. No, 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 I don't know, man. Two weeks. I didn't suck you. He's like, listen, man, you got to pay the bills. Uh, but yeah, he's like, who am I going to believe in? Who's left? No one but Green Arrow. And he's that first week, Henry drew a dick on his face. Oh, my God. Henry. Henry's a piece of shit. I don't care what you say. I don't care what you say. He's a piece of shit. And really, for all Oliver the times, I bet you Oliver paid him handsomely. And now oh, the yeah, minute, I'm sure. The minute, we've seen. The minute that the money ends, off. And I know you'd say that, oh, well, look at you. What, are you going to work for free or whatever? Uh, I don't know. It, to me, this is the time that you jump in and pretend that you're real good friends with him because then when he does get his money back, then he's going to pay you even more. Then you're in. I think he's going to sell him out. I really do. Or, it's a good possibility. Or they're going to find out and capture him and, and kind of use him, and then that's going to be the way for Henry to see that Oliver cares more about him than just as an employee like that. And it's also, I think, it's a learning experience for Oliver to treat people better. Because, yeah. like you said, he has treated them like shit. Um, but, yeah, I love We the haven't art. really seen that with the Rebirth thing, but in the no, last run of Ben Percy, but that's I, where, Oliver was the biggest and you know piece what? of shit that's for where, no reason. That's where I don't mind it being Ben Percy continuing. Yeah. Now that I like it, maybe he will throw in some things from before that he knows. He, uh, you know, and I don't know. Maybe Verbal ben, punching maybe bag. Ben that's Percy, what was. Maybe Ben Percy, that's how he treats the people he works with. You know what I mean? Like, that's like change. normal. And now I don't know. But yeah, I like it. And again, this is where you DC get. DC gave me a second chance. Now I'm going to be a better person. Yeah. Do you think that uh, in the last two issues, especially this one, social justice warrior? No. No, not really. But he is learning to be a better person. There are some things like this burned or probably off the thing. We haven't had a lot of time for that social no, justice warrior. But that's warrior. what I like. Shit's been it hasn't been fast. forced. And even like you get a diggle who is also kind of doing something that he usually wouldn't do to make money. 
It's yeah. all based on money. Like he is being a he, this guy that he is protecting is nobody he would ever be involved with. As as I know Diggle, uh, you know as far as I know him. Um, but because he's getting paid, he's there. And then you, I think I like that, and I like that he's going to come in, and I hope that that leads to both Diggle and Oliver realizing, you know what, we had our issues. I want to, I want it to other. be, I want it to be one of those things that they show up. And like, how dare you show your face after what you did? And then Diggle's like, really? yeah, but what you did. And then they realize they have no fucking idea why they're mad at each other. And they just go on. It would be funny. But yeah, I gave this an 8.5. I really I, liked it. I think I'd give it a 7.8 just because of the over-the-topness of when that building yeah, it was exploded. Just that, but that was freaking three panels. That I know. Was okay. it, it, it was threw weird me off when, so it, when it blew bad. up so much. And no. yeah, if you want to even get a little more, the the quickness of that. And why? I don't really know why Broderick would have to destroy the building. You could not let him in. You can, you know, move everything out. Boy, he is. And I don't know. Maybe he knows there was shit in there. I don't know. I don't know. I'm saying. And also because that nine circle symbol being on that boat. Like, fuck you. Yeah, that that was a little odd. But 7.8 out of 10. All right. All right. You know what's next there? What's next, baby? Cosmic Treadmill. Boy, I love that name. I don't. I, I know. That's why I like pointed you, out. It just drives me nuts. Cause treadmill again. Uh, Gets when, you everywhere you well, want well, to be. Yeah, but uh, I, again, this is not a segment that's on its own, like a weird comics history. You know, I might have come up with that. The cosmic treadmill, though. Like cosmic treadmill. What are we talking about? The Flash? What's that? A Flash podcast? It's a Flash fact. Cosmic treadmill is that a Flash fact? But no. This one is going to be Reggie and Chris talking about Action Comics number 252, which was called The Supergirl of Krypton, with an exclamation point. And it's uh, the first appearance of Supergirl. That sounds pretty cool. And I don't know. Reggie said that the reason why they were going to start doing this cosmic treadmill is cut down the time, and fucking guys go on forever. (laughs) He said at one point, Chris loses it so much that he can't catch his breath. So I want to, I do want to hear that. You'll never listen to it. So next week you can go, boy, I love that cosmic treadmill. I love treadmill. what they do with You're that. You're like, I love everything they do. What, which was your favorite? Everything. You know uh, that part with Supergirl. You know. The, you won't even remember that. You'll be Probably like, not. you know, the, the treadmill. <laughs> then I'll just yell at you. But yeah, here comes Reggie and Chris, cosmic treadmill. Welcome back to Chris and Reggie's Cosmic Treadmill, where we go back to the past to read DC Comics from yesteryear. Uh, This week's recommendation comes from a listener who wanted to know about the history of Supergirl, but we sort of retailed our segment. We don't do weird comics history here on the WeirdScienceDCComics.com podcast anymore. But uh, in honor of that, we thought we would read the first ever appearance of Supergirl. Uh, from Action Comics 1952, and Chris is going to tell us all about it right now. Yeah, we. Uh, the story we're going to be discussing is the Supergirl of Krypton, but this uh, book also contained. Uh, it was a. There were three stories in this one. The first was uh, the Menace of Metallo by Robert Bernstein and Al Plastino, which featured the first appearance of Metallo. Mm-hmm. And then you had Congo Bill. Congo Bill, you like that guy. Mm-hmm. He uh, <laughs> Congo Bill dies at dawn, and that was uh, also written by Robert Bernstein, but with uh, from uh, Howard Sherman. I like the um, I like Metallo in the uh, beginning. He really sort of looks like a. Uh, 
I don't know, a Cary Grant. I was gonna say he looks like a, like an old something. movie, uh, yeah, like an old movie star. Yeah. Uh, now the uh, story we're gonna discuss is, like I said, the Supergirl of Krypton, which was uh, written by Otto Binder. Is it Otto Binder or Binder? I would have said Binder, but I really don't know. Yeah, it's Binder or Binder, <laughs> uh, with art by Al Plastino, and uh, cover price on this one, if you can believe it, ten cents for three stories. Three stories, folks, for ten cents. Uh, 3.33 cents each. You know, I mean, <laughs> and even if one of them sucks, which by the way, one of them does, you still make out yeah. like a bandit. You know, you're still you're still five penny five thin pennies a piece, and it doesn't even count the ads. This is true. Uh, this one on sale March 31st, 1959. Wow. And, uh, yeah, before we get to this Supergirl, we should probably spend a little bit of time talking about the first Supergirls. Yeah. Um, you know, this is the Supergirl we all think about, but in uh, stories earlier, uh, including Action Comics number 60 from uh, May of 1943, uh, there was a story called Lois Lane, Superwoman. And uh, in it, Lois was hospitalized, and she dreams she gets a blood transfusion from Superman, granting her powers. And uh, gotta wonder if Stan Lee saw that and uh, when he was creating She-Hulk. Possibly, yeah. It seems awfully familiar. Although I think the blood transfusion uh, trope has been used a few times in comics sure. before She-Hulk. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, this was an imaginary story, so this didn't really happen. But this was sort of the first female uh, Superman, in a, in a way. Yeah, absolutely. And then uh, the second one that we're going to talk about came out just about a year before the, the you know the Supergirl from Krypton story, and that was in Superman number one hundred twenty-three from August nineteen fifty-eight. Story was called Three Magic Wishes, and uh, our old friend Jimmy Olsen finds a magic totem that grants him three wishes, and uh, he uses his first wish to make a, to make a Supergirl to be a companion to Superman, whose name actually was Super Hyphen Girl. Yes. Yeah, they did. They, she didn't get the she no. didn't get the uh, combined name. Uh, now she uh, was kind of a goof. Uh, she bungled uh, her efforts, and uh, but does wind up dying nobly by uh, sacrificing herself, pulling a kryptonite boulder away from Superman. Yeah. And uh, I believe they used a wish to uh, the last wish to wish her away. Uh, well, I think she died in the first in the first mm-hmm. scene, even, and then the other two wishes were for further, more ridiculous things that I don't <laughs> remember. Jimmy Olsen just, uh, you know, probably wished himself a uh, Superman made of ice cream, and then wished himself to Venus or some nonsense. That was <laughs> that's what was in the time. But this this was the DC's uh, gauging a fan response to a Supergirl, and yeah. uh, fan response was quite positive, or positive enough to warrant. Uh, this issue to come out a year later. So uh, we open with Clark Kent working at the Daily Planet, and there's some kind of a racket out of his window, some sort of a... And uh, he uses his telescopic vision to see a rocket ship falling to Earth, and he uh, put you know disrobes, puts on his... or takes off his shirt to reveal his Superman costume underneath, and gets there in time to see it has crashed. So... Uh, he obviously wasn't fast enough to do yes. anything about it. Uh, I feel like in my, I feel like in modern times, you know, they don't even show the disrobing. So no, it's just uh, it's just understood. He would just be there. You know what I mean? He would just be there in time to catch it or something. But uh, back then, he still had to still had to fold his shirt and fold his pants and you know make sure his socks match his shoes. And he still had to do the internal monologue about how lucky he was that no one's around to see him do it. Of course, yeah. You know, it's, he's <laughs> you know it's 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 a lucky break that he gets to tear off his clothes in the office unhindered. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he rushes out. It's crashed. It looks. Now I got suspended for doing that once. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
you're like, but I'm Superman, you know. No, yes. sorry, that doesn't 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 hold any water here, Chris. Yeah, uh, I had to go to seminars for months. <laughs> so he. Uh, he he mentions that it looks suspiciously like the rocket that carried him to uh, Earth so many years ago when Krypton exploded. And mm-hmm. but he figures, you know, whoever's inside there's got to be dead. Opens it up, and it's not. It's a little blonde girl. Uh, was probably actually it's supposed to be fifteen, but she looks more like uh, eleven or twelve to me. But whatever, that's sure. close enough. Uh, you know, don't want to split too many blonde hairs. And. Uh, she pops out, and you know now he's feeling a lot less special. You know, there's someone else in the world looks like him, wearing the same outfit almost. Uh, yeah, pretty much same symbol anyway. Which I think that would freak me out more than anything else. Be like, well, how did you get my my shirt? You know, <laughs> like it's sort of unique. This thing I don't really understand what the deal is. So anyway, and this was uh, this was before that. It was a this was before the S was a Kryptonian symbol. That's right. This is before, as you'll find out, a lot of things that we take for granted about Superman were <laughs> were, were not yet true. So the S was still stood for Superman. It was not attached to Kryptons. But here she is. She shows up. What's that about? Well, she's going to yeah. tell us all about it. Yeah, she. Uh, her parents were actually on Krypton when it exploded because Superman's. Uh, he's wondering. She she claims to be from Krypton, and Superman says, "Well, you're far too young to have been from there." Yeah. Um, it turns out that her parents uh, and their her parents' entire neighborhood yeah. <laughs> blew blew off a of Krypton when it exploded, and managed to stay viable. It was a. Uh, they were surrounded by an air bubble. That's and, right. Uh, the lucky yeah, air bubble. Absolutely, and it's funny because it's just like a suburban neighborhood in space. I love that. You know, uh, later on, it, you know, it turns out to be Argo City. In fact, mm-hmm. it, later on, it gets, as you know, it gets totally changed where Brainiac stole it early and blah blah blah. We'll get to that maybe later on, but uh, now it's just like as if your block got torn off. What if you had a friend two blocks away? Well, that per- that guy's dead. Sorry. It's like it's like Bugs Bunny sawing off Florida. You know? <laughs> exactly. You know? <laughs> and it's it's like, into the Atlantic. I hope, the, I hope the supermarket came with it or else I don't know what these guys are going to eat. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> well, luckily, uh, a lot of things came with them, including uh, this is Supergirl's father, Zor-El. Mm-hmm. Um, he had a roll of, sh- roll of sheet metal in his lab. That's right. It was uh, lead to keep the uh, kryptonite rays away. That's right, because so, uh, as this as this hunk of rock, you know, is in space, it turns to kryptonite magically through processes we don't really understand. Yeah, some uh, some sort of uh, uh, energy displacement or something. And uh, yeah, luckily they have that lead that lead sheet metal that they are they line the entire neighborhood with, mm-hmm. and uh, they were able to survive for a while, long enough for the elves to have a daughter. Yeah, it was probably a little slippery to drive on. I'm it imagining, but you know, you know, where are you going to drive to? So there was that too. Yeah, yeah, you know, you got to wonder if they had like a paperboy, you know, riding his bike. <laughs> Probably, <Paperboy>. yeah. <laughs> That's, he's got that little obstacle you know, course. It's, it's 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 the daily neighborhood, you know, still trapped under the air bubble, four hundredth day, you know. <laughs> <laughs> How thick is the lead? <laughs> but uh, they, they have a daughter. They name her Kara, mm-hmm. and. Uh, it turns out that the uh, the lead lining doesn't is it's not holding up as well as as they hoped it would. Mm-hmm. You figure it would wear away after a little while being out there at the uh, mercy of the the spatial elements. It, it, it and, got hit by a bunch of meteorites too that punctured it. 
Yeah, yeah, it was a nice little. Uh, looks like a <laughs> looks like someone threw popcorn at. I know, really. It's like they, 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 they almost look like they're gonna bust out an umbrella in that scene. You know, like oh, there's a bit of a meteorite spill today. Yes. <laughs> and uh, then the, the uh, Supergirl's origin looks uh, suspiciously similar to Superman's origin. Mm-hmm. They uh, they plan on loading her into a rocket, but where do they send her? They uh, have a super space telescope luckily <laughs> and uh, when they look at, when they peer through it twice they just manage they, they just happen upon seeing Superman do some incredible feats uh, flying through the air and picking up a uh, dumbbell that I'm guessing is 20,000 pounds yeah well yeah it reads 10,000 pounds on one just side on one, so. yeah and uh, isn't it, that's a lucky break, actually seeing him do that. It is. You can tell he's pretty <laughs> strong, although you know you don't know whether it's fake. I also love the fact that so somebody manufactured a dumbbell and put that on one side of it. Like, who else is going to pick this up? You know what I mean? Like, does he really do? What is it? Is this for his reps? You know what I mean? Like, oh, I, I, I like to do my back with 20,000 pounds, but, you know, I do my pecs with 50,000. Mm. So I, I really like to see his weight set. They must keep it in an airplane hangar or something. They would have to. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, they uh, they see him and they decide, okay, maybe we'll make her a Superman suit, too. Yeah. So they uh, they fashion her an outfit with the with the S on the uh, chest there and uh, a nice little flouncy skirt. Mm-hmm. And uh, she is loaded into that same rocket we saw a little while ago and, and sent out. And I do like that uh, as she's going, she you know the, the their little neighborhood goes kaput, and uh, we get thoughts from her saying that she is now an orphan. Yeah, I mean it's really kind of fucked up, you know. Uh, Superman he was launched when he was a baby, yeah. you know. Ostensibly he never knew his parents. Sure, never, you know, he was even in the Matrix for yeah, a little while. Well, yeah, I mean we, we, we that was uh, you know later on. But yeah. he, no matter how you slice it, anything he knows about his parents is secondhand. You know, they're mm-hmm. all it's all stuff he learned later on. You know, or or as he flew, Kara grew up with her parents. These are her loving parents, and they're just like, all right, get the fuck in the rocket. <laughs> Uh, get the it's, hell out of here, you know? Like, it's, it's it's really, that's traumatizing, you know what I mean? Like, it's a wonder she doesn't have a bat on her chest. Uh, you really, I mean, <laughs> exactly. Like, why is she so peppy? She's like, I had to fucking, like, leave knowing my parents and everyone I lived with for her whole life, you know, they, they were going to die. The other thing I like is in the first panel on that page, Zorel says, uh, we have a month before kryptonite radiation slowly poison the air. They have mm. a month. Repair the shield. Like what? What is, what is the problem here? I, I don't understand. You know, like you can't figure something else out. You can't make a bigger rocket ship in a month, for example. Yeah, send everybody. I mean, for God's sake, you know we we have a month, but you know there's a lot of TV I want to get to. So uh, you know, all we have time to make is this one uh, cigar tube for a daughter. So anyway, what we learn is that uh, you know her father Zorel is very lazy. And you gotta wonder if there were other kids in that neighborhood. <laughs> I mean, you have to think so. I mean, she was able to grow to be a, a young teenager, right? They couldn't have been the only couple on the block. I'm, I'm picturing her like a, a bunch of kids seeing her rocket take off, yeah. and like one of the, one of them's holding an ice cream cone, and like the ball of ice cream falls and hits the ground, and it just immediately <laughs> evaporates from kryptonite radiation. You know, it just like turns into a puff of steam, and he's just like, oh. Mama, am I gonna die too? Yes, sorry, son. Yes. Yeah, you're you're dead. Only Kara Zorel was allowed to leave our neighborhood for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, there's gotta be. There probably is another story where she was actually like a juvenile delinquent, and yeah, she, she was just, being jettisoned. Yeah, they yeah. were just like, let's get rid of this kid. You know, <laughs> she's annoying. 
So anyway, so she makes it down to Earth, and Superman, he is overjoyed because they find out that not only is she from Krypton, the planet that he's from, but she's his cousin. Her her mm-hmm. her uncle was Jor-El, and that's, as we know, Superman's father. Yes. So they are hugging it up. He's a little pissed off because he probably was hoping to get a little play here, but... Uh, you know, Earth customs, American customs being what they are, I don't think that that would... I, you know, some states it would be all right. It depends Perhaps. on who they are. Perhaps. Um, so she's, you know, she's pleased as punch. She thinks they're going to team up. This is it. This is the, the flying super cousins, but not so fast. Superman says he, he can't reveal her uh, powers her yet, her yeah. presence. It's, it's too much. People can't handle it. She needs to have a secret identity, and she needs to... Be stashed somewhere, part. yeah. So <laughs> he fucking takes her to the Midvale Orphanage. That's it. Just dumps her off at the goddamn orphanage. It's like it's like, oh god, oh man, you had to leave your whole family beside. Well, here you can go live with nobody. You know what I mean? Yes. Might as well meet her just a homeless girl. <laughs> Bunk up with these girls. It's just uh, that was. I mean, it's just uh, the most fucked up thing you could possibly do to to a family member that you know. Come out of the blue, you know. I mean, he must—he must think she's going to hit him up for money or something. Maybe. So uh, he takes her to the orphanage. Of course, one thing they do is they put a uh, brown wig on her with pigtails, so they can, mm. no one sees her blonde hair because apparently that would be too alarming. I guess. I mean, at this point, no one knows who she is. So who the what the I, hell? I would have guessed right away. What's the? I guess so. Right? Be like, gosh, you look Aryan. <laughs> Gosh, you must be the Ubermensch, you know, in female form. So, uh, yeah, and they give her the name Linda Danvers, or is it, oh, Linda Lee, sorry. Linda. That's yeah, right. Lee. Later on, later on, she gets adopted and she becomes Linda Danvers, but this time she is Linda Lee. Superman notes that all these other women in his life have LL names Lois Lane, Lana Lang. He doesn't mention her because I don't know if she showed up yet, but Lori Lamaris. Yeah, uh, think about Lex Luthor. Lex Luthor also. Yes. Think about all those people, and including Lex Luthor to some extent. Those are all his lovers. Those are all his girlfriends. <laughs> so what do you? I mean, dude, you know, like this, it's he's get, got a type. It gets a little gross, is all I'm saying. You know what I mean? Like this is your first cousin, dude. This is not like just some distant relative. Uh, takes her down to the orphanage, of course. But Superman's okay. They'll take any old damn kid. You know, he he could bring him in by the barrel full, and they'll just take him on. You know, there's no room issues there, and that's it. Now she's become a ward of the state. <laughs> Just like every child dreams of being. <laughs> oh, that's great. Um, yeah, so she's she's in there and uh, <laughs> she's uh, acquainting herself uh, with her new surroundings. Does a little light dusting. Uh, fuses a mirror with her X-ray vision. I mean, and, I uh, mean you know, it's like. These are the most substandard fucking conditions you could have left this girl in. You know what I mean? Like, I know it. You don't have you don't have a friend that can take her in for a little while. You know, like you fucking dumped her off. She's in a room with a bent bed, a broken mirror. It's dirty. <laughs> it looks like shit. There are cobwebs everywhere. What the hell? What is going on in Midvale? You know it's what I mean? Disgusting. Yeah. But there's a lot of money earmarked for the Midvale orphanage, and none of it's going to the house cleaning. I'll tell you that right now. Something. There's a story here. Yeah, one of the uh, Miss Hart who works there says, "I'm sorry, but the orphanage is overcrowded, and this is the only room we have." Yeah, and the other ones are ten times crappier. <laughs> they might just be. At least you don't have to share it. Yeah, I guess that is nice, which is uh, <laughs> kind of also unusual, but okay. I guess they uh, give them their own special rooms. 
Sure, sure. And uh, when when night falls, the wig comes off, and uh, and she heads out. She goes to a. Uh, she goes to the movie theater, right? She yeah. go in. No, she does see. Uh, she does see that there was a movie made about the history of Superboy in Smallville, and uh, thinks about how she wants to follow in her cousin's footsteps and make him proud. So she goes back into the orphanage for the night and fucks off for probably the next ten issues in a row. Yes, probably. And that's about it for the beginning, the origin of Supergirl, the one of the saddest, shittiest origins you've ever heard. Actually, not a shitty origin, but very sad, torture. Sobering. You yes. know? Yeah, like, wow, man, this, this poor fucking kid, you know? Uh, I don't think it would be handled the same way these days. Uh, and it would also have been, it would have been told in 12 issues instead of 8 pages. So, uh, Supergirl, though, did have quite a legacy and uh, has gone through a lot of changes over the many, many years. Um, over, the, over time, she does show up now and again as Superman's secret weapon in uh, action comics and probably in Superman. Uh, yeah, I think so. Proper. I, I don't see why it wouldn't, but uh, quite a few times, but not a ton of times. I'd say maybe a dozen uh, mm-hmm. All told, probably probably less than that, eight or something like that. And she comes out to secretly, whatever, shore up the dam, or she's always behind the scenes. She can't allow herself to be seen. We learn more that, about Argo City and her parents over time. For example, that the, the, the neighborhood chunk does become a fully developed city eventually. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, she's eventually revealed to the world in Action Comics 285. That's from February 1962. Uh, everyone embraces her with open arms because they don't know that uh, John F. Kennedy is going to be assassinated in a year. No, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> you know, I, as a matter of fact, on the cover there's like a parade. He, he's introducing her in a parade. You know, it's a sort of maybe prescient. To, but anyway, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she appears regularly after that in Superman Family. She becomes a news anchor reporter. She moves to San Francisco. She kind of has a very Robin esque. Type adventures, even back. She sort of is the Robin or Batgirl of the Superman family, in that mm-hmm. she becomes a young adult. You know, she sure, uh, sure. she she goes through school, and you know, she has a series of jobs and whatever. Uh, then she she kind of goes away a little bit. Then she comes back in '82 for the daring new adventures of Supergirl by Paul Kupperberg and Carmine Infantino. And this uh, is the first. Uh, this is the first series that's actually named after her. That's true. This is the first time she's in her own title. Uh, after this, before this, it was just Superman Family. I think there was another title in the late seventies, Super Team Family. Is that right? I think yes. Yes. Uh, it was the same same thing though. Basically, three, two yeah. or three stories featuring Super. It's because they folded in like the because uh, they, they canceled Jimmy Olsen they, and, and Lois and Lois Lane. Lane. Yeah, after after a time. Uh, although those comics stuck around way longer than anybody ever thinks. Into the triple digits. It was like Lewis, yeah. it was like seventy one or something like that. Seventy two. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so daring new adventures of Supergirl. In this, Kara moves to Chicago to study psychology. Uh, it was canceled, I think, at the tenth issue, uh, very abruptly, two months before the debut of the Supergirl film, which you think they would have timing. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I would have thought that it existed to specifically tie into that, especially since. Uh, right around the fifth or sixth issue, that's when they update her look. She gets a headband, she gets a perm. Mm. She looks very much like the Supergirl from the movie. From the film, yeah. But uh, it, people don't really know this, though, but this actually led into Kupperberg and what it would become Eric Larson's run on Doom Patrol because that's the first place he showcases a couple of the characters. Uh, mm. It's in, like, the, it's in two, there's a two issue thing where Cliff Steele comes to Supergirl, he needs her help. I don't really remember the details, but. Sure. Uh, 
what's her name? Asani is there, the, the Celsius, right? Yeah, the the one who claims to be uh, Calder's wife. Yeah, so in a way, I mean, just just by way of name dropping them, and also because the next thing Kupperberg did after this was the Doom Patrol. It sort of is a is a tie in. Although I will tell you, if you're a Doom Patrol fan like myself, you do not need to get these issues. Believe it's me, start at nineteen. <laughs> yeah, you're you're good. Yeah, but uh, anyway, uh, after the, the, this this Supergirl that we know of, uh, she died in Crisis on Infinite Earths, and. Uh, that yeah, was very it. iconic. Uh, the very iconic cover with uh, Superman holding her uh, dead body, surrounded by the heroes. Yeah, people have and, paid uh, homage to that many times in comics. Absolutely, it's a uh, it's one of those that you, you don't forget. Yeah. And uh, there is a uh, you know this this isn't the end of Supergirl's story. Uh, we will meet the uh, the Matrix Supergirl in the uh, post crisis universe there. And this was a protoplasmic creature created by Alexander Luther and shaped to look like Supergirl. And uh, during a time where uh, Superman ex- exiled himself from Earth, he had uh, killed some Phantom Zone uh, villains uh, early, or actually late in the John Byrne run. Yeah. And decided that he could no longer live on Earth and uh, exiles himself. And she takes over as Superman. And. Uh, just so nobody notices that he's gone, and because Clark Kent was also gone at that point, uh, investigating Intergang, and uh, <laughs> <It> <laughs> so was, things got complicated, folks. You know that's. They did. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, later on, she heals a wounded Linda Danvers and uh, turns her into a uh, the crop top Supergirl that uh, we we know from the uh, the animated series and the uh, Peter David run. Peter David run, which is a great run, even though oh, it's, it's awesome. Even though it sort of adds another Supergirl to the mix, uh, yeah. it, that that run, and I, I, I'm almost positive that just got re-released in trade, or it's about to. Uh, well worth checking out. Really good. Yeah. Um, another one that was really brief was Sir L. She mm-hmm. showed up pretending to be Superman's daughter in the Ten Cent Adventure in March 2003. Um, she turned out to be someone altered by Brainiac and the Future Smith to resemble a Kryptonian, and she pretty much was retconned out immediately. Uh, besides, I, uh, Infinite Crisis happening. I think that all the writers were like, eh, that's all right. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's, at that point, they had, uh, there were three active Supergirls. There was the Matrix one, the, the Danvers one. Yeah. They were at the end of that run, a Supergirl very similar to this Linda Lee one shows up, and then we had CRL. So I mean, there were three Supergirls and then, running around, and then you, even, and then you had a, a fairly popular Power Girl, who, while it's not the also, same, is sort of the same power set, yeah. sort of the same idea. Yeah, we didn't want we didn't want to mutter those two words yet. No, no, that, <laughs> Power Girl is her own thing. Yeah, we can't, we can't, we cannot extract that information from this right now, <laughs> folks. Someday, maybe, perhaps. And uh, we also we, we will remeet. I, I think this is this would be the. The actual cousin of Superman again. Yeah. Um, and this is during the uh, Jeff Loeb run on uh, Superman Batman, um, with uh, where you know Superman and Batman were. It was their team up book yeah. in the mid two thousands, and uh, they met you know uh, the girl from Krypton, and uh, the thing that this was uh, they were both launched from Krypton at the same time, except uh, Kara was uh, <laughs> she had a layover somewhere. I guess. Yeah, she just exactly. didn't land. Um, she she was, didn't land at the same. She time. was looking for parking. Yeah, she couldn't find. Uh, she couldn't find a place. This, uh, you know, this now is, is pretty much a typical for all versions of Supergirl, including the television version uh, that that they launched at the same time, and that it, indeed Kara was meant to watch over Kal El. Yeah. 
but uh, things got screwed up, you know, she got lost, whatever, you know, women in, women in directions, huh? <laughs> <laughs> you hear me, fellas? Am I right? <laughs> so whatever it was, though, they, they've done a lot of things with it, but this was the first time that the, that concept was brought out, which I, which I actually remembered it being a lot older, but I was wrong. Yeah. I was just wrong, uh, you know, that you just have different memories. And then, of course, that will bring us to the new 52 Supergirl, who, uh, beyond... Landing in Siberia for some reason that I yeah. can't remember. She was supposed to land in Kansas. Frankly, folks, uh, I actually read quite a bit of uh, Supergirl in the beginning, and I read her crossover with Red Lanterns that I liked quite a lot. And she was a Red Lantern for a little while. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't really, I don't know what the hell the deal is. She went to she went to a school in outer space called the Crucible. Yeah. For a little while, uh, there was a whole fucking really annoying crossover with Superman called where she. Uh, Met this guy, the hell, hell yeah, the yeah. hell on earth, and that one, that had its moments, but it was not handled well. So you know, Supergirl is going to be coming back in August, I believe, right? That's the rebirth, yeah. if not this month. So who knows what uh, will hold for Supergirl? Looks like it's going to tie in a little closer to the uh, television show. The BEO, yeah. But uh, you know, I have high hopes. There's a digital comic out right now by Sterling Gates and drawn by a bunch of people. That is pretty much a port of the TV show, so uh, that works for me. So there's hopes that the print comic will also work for me because I, I do really like Supergirl, and when I look at it, uh, you know, my, my comics reading as a whole, I think I like Supergirl better than Superman in that Superman is someone you really look up to. Yeah, and respect. Supergirl is someone you feel like you could bullshit with, depending on the version. She can also teach you how to drive. <laughs> so there's that. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I hope that scratched uh, somebody's Supergirl needs, because uh, mm-hmm. uh, we probably won't be going back to this character for a little while. Uh, if you have any other suggestions, questions, comments, you want to tell us what we got wrong, please write to us at weirdsciencedccomicsblog at gmail.com. If you want to follow us at, on Twitter, I'm at Reggie Reggie. I'm at Ace Comics. And of course, I tell you every week to go check out Chris at infiniteearths.blogspot.com, where I don't know if you ever reviewed an issue of any Supergirl comic offhand. But um, uh, I, know I you, can't even remember. I know you've done plenty of uh, a few issues of Burns, Man of Steel. I wouldn't be surprised if you uh, find her lurking in there. And you know, if you if you poke around Chris's blog for those '90s reviews, you're bound to she's bound to turn up here and there somewhere. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> so make sure to check that out. Uh, that's it. For, I think for this week. What do you have? Anything else, Chris? No, that'll that'll do us. Well, until next week, make sure you keep on that cosmic treadmill. Excuse me, girl. What's your name? You know that I can be the one. I'm tired of playing those games. To spend my time, I think of you so much. To make you smile, but I'm my every touch. To hold you gentle, stare Seen more of trading places. I like, <laughs> yeah.
because he's the memory he's like telling them one guy's like yeah he told you his bitches is downtown that, that he left really, the limo that, down that, yeah, he starts house. talking to him yeah. I love those guys are the best even the guy that like the, the high pitched guy that's with Reggie or what is his name in that is that like Reggie Dunlop it's like almost Polish, the same they all go you might have same. a Reggie name in that too I, don't I know. thought like Reggie Dunlop or I don't know fucking nonsense what book are we talking about Reggie we are talking about Superman, the coming of the Superman, number f- six. Yes. Written yes. by Neil Adams, art by Neil Adams, Buzz, and Tony Avina. Here we go, Eric. The killer awoke before <laughs> dawn. He put his boots <laughs> on. He took a face from the ancient gallery, and he walked on down the hall. He went into the room where his sister lived, and then he paid a visit to his brother, and then he walked on down the hall, and he came to a door, and he looked inside. Father, yes, son, I want to kill you. Mother, I want to fuck you. Come on, yeah. baby, take a chance with us. Come on, baby, take a chance with us. Come on, baby, take a chance with us and meet me at the back of the blue bus. The blue bus. Doing a blue rock on a blue bus. Doing a blue rock. Come on, yeah. Kill, kill, kill. Kill, kill, kill. kill this is the end, kill, beautiful kill. friend. This is the end, my only friend. The end. The it hurts end. to set you free, but you'll never follow me. The end of laughter and soft lies. The end of nights we tried to die. This is the end. This is the end. Are you done? Here, listen to this, Reggie. That is me bashing my head on the fucking thing. Right. You and your end thing. We, we it actually, is. just a, it is, you were sad. Uh, yeah. Just a little uh, preview or, or a little behind the scenes. We, we recorded this before last night and it <laughs> failed. And I thought to myself, well, I wonder if Reggie's going to do that again. Of course. I knew he was going to. Well, this is a very spiritual you, uh, ending here. You know what I mean? We really have to like you know what'd be rock good? what's happening. Yeah, this is a little thing too. I wish we were on Periscope and uh, not the sex move. Oh. I just, I just, oh. I just cut my fucking forehead. I, I actually, you dumb bastard. I didn't even. That wasn't even fake. I actually bashed my head. And it went to the side, and somehow they had, they had pulled the molding off of this desk, and I didn't realize. It fucking cut me. I got wow. blood running down my fucking face. It's like WWE now. Jesus Christ. You realize, like, you realize you could have just pounded I, the that's desk. That's what I'm saying. I, but I, I don't know why I didn't do that now, and now I have a fucking headache. I'm like fucking Mick Foley. I anyway. got a fucking. I could pull, I could pretend there's tacks on the fucking thing. I'm gonna jump into them. God damn it, that hurt. And oh, more importantly, it. though, Eddie Murphy's character in Trading Places was Billy Ray Valentine. Billy oh, Ray of Valentine. Course, of course, how could we forget? You know what? The Blue Bus. I like that song. I always <laughs> did like that song. Uh, that is one where when I had a cover band, we played that once. Not a very great cover band song. Very, no, very long, not. a lot of crazy talking, and fucking nonsense. But yeah, we did that. But you know what? This book is nonsense, but it's good nonsense, right? Oh, yeah. I'm, I had a good time reading I, it. I at, did. Uh, to a degree. In a, well, in a, I'm not saying this issue. I'm talking in general. Oh, the, the series. Yeah, the book. I had a lot of fun with. I still will go with what I say all the time. I cannot recommend this book. Because I don't know where people are coming from. If I know them, you know, I hey, I like, like you said, Reggie, Batman Odyssey. If yeah. somebody says, oh, I like that, then yes. And then maybe you're like, okay, you can deal I with I would this. definitely say but if, if you thought Batman Odyssey was fun, this is fun in a lot yeah. of the same way where it's just bananas. Manship yes, likes it. Yes, it is bananas. So. Manship well, loves it. You guys brought me into this because I was not reading this book. You guys were only talking about it. You said, this is too much fun, Eric. you got to start yeah, reading it. we have to have you. And I actually just wanted you on. At, I really want to admit that 
I thought me and Reggie liked it too much. And I thought that you wouldn't like it as much, and you would be like, okay, it's kind of funny, but it's because you are a continuity fucking whore. Yes. And this is not that type but of book. But that's fine because it's out of continuity. That's what I'm saying. That's why I think that everybody could give it a chance. I'm not going to recommend it because people I slice in, my but, throat. I but, jumped in an issue four, yeah. and I feel after reading this that I missed so much well, because I'm so confused by the It's funny because the, the problem is this being the last issue. Right, you want to sing again, Reggie, and do a little doors? You want to break this up the room? The and it, now it's a fucking when the music's over. Come on, dark side, <laughs> light my fire. Yes, but uh, I thought that during this whole series, had a lot of fun. It is the over the top times 30 with yes. the dialogue. Lex Luthor, who I love. I love Lex as a character. This Lex is the most bizarre version of Lex that I still can't get a grip on what exactly he is. Dark side... I'm used to the dark side that he shows up. He is not going to fucking. He doesn't take sass. No. He is going to kill you, it, mother. I, yeah. <laughs> I'm almost there stuck you on go. Father. But uh, in this, he not only takes set, like him and Lex together, comedy gold. And this goes. This issue even goes over the top of a bullying. We, oh yeah, dark absolutely. Superman is and the Lex sympathetic character. And bully on yeah, dark, bully you dark feel side. bad for Darkseid, and to me, great. That's great. But That's as we went, they turned Darkseid into the bumbling villain. Yeah, and as this whole uh, series went, I wanted to have at least this final payoff where this equals that and that made that make more sense and that you're not going to get that you are not going to get a full out like oh this is what i meant from this uh you know new krypton or these new supermen whatever the case may be you don't it's not a very no. satisfying ending if you are looking for a, a answers i'm and, telling you the reason which Reggie is the name is, of this issue yeah, is answers, answers. And Reggie it, did his blurb the way he did because I'm trying to think, how would I describe this in a blurb? I'm like, no, nope, no way. It is weird. <laughs> and even so, you have Superman is obviously the main character. Throughout this issue, he doesn't know what's going no. on. And he says it multiple <laughs> times. I don't understand what you're saying. I don't understand what's going on around me. Um, but it's funny. And Rafi, what's up even with your to dog? the part where, where Superman is there as the normal man even because he, much. at least I can say – Okay, that's Superman. Yes, there's the sun, the, the red sun moat, and yeah. he doesn't have his full powers, but at least there's Superman. These other characters are so wacky. Even <laughs> at one point, Lois is like a, a superhero, and you never resolve that. You get all this. Uh, the main issue is the supermen, quote-unquote supermen. You mean the yeah. title characters? For whom the entire this, series is Which named. I said to Eric today, we were talking, I'm not so sure that those were the supermen. The way this ends it, I think it's like that philosophical thing that we're all supermen or the human, because obviously. Or did you mean the supermen in our heart? Yeah, or yes. just the, the every, yeah. Or it's, it's mankind are the supermen because all of these characters at the end, it turns out that Lex, the big reveal, the big cliffhanger, I'll move ahead to that, is just Lex saying, we're all from Earth. We're all humans. Which goes in that during the one point, it's a weird freaking foreshadowing of that when Darkseid is screaming at Lex and Superman. He's furious because he yeah. can't kill Lex Luthor, and Lex yeah. Luthor keeps <laughs> fucking yeah, laughing keeps at laughing him, him, which is just hilarious. And then it, he says to Lex, you coward, coward, face me. I cannot believe this putrid mud ball birthed the greatness that is Apocalypse. I think right there 
is the hint of that ending. Where we were saying we were confused, oh, I, I just took the blood samples, we're all human. I think that's the start of that, where... Uh, not that dark, and how would dark side know or not know? But I think that that's the whole point of this is that everybody has come from Earth. I don't know why Neil Adams has to say this or why it would be, but it really does seem to like apocalypse, new Genesis, all these Superman were all Earthlings. We're the center of the universe and, again. And Take that, spread out And that all this because it's very odd to end that way because he does say that. But in the meantime, you have a Lex that, like I said, it's Lex and Dark Side bickering. And yeah. yelling, and at the point where Darkseid says... And Lex winning. Yeah, and Darkseid <laughs> says, and in a comic, it, it, it's almost like Batman would show up and there's the Joker. And it's like, hey, you know what, Batman? Uh, I I ended up down at the down in 4th and, and Chew, and he was actually at a different street, and Batman's spending six pages laughing at him. Because <laughs> Darkseid says... Where the fuck did 4th you know, and Shoe come from? I don't know. I t- fucking, you in Allentown? Yeah, that's what I was thinking of. I always used to hear that that's where you got the hookers. Is that where uh-huh. it was like Chew? Ch- like 5th and Chew. I don't know. That's what I go to. Chew would be a good fucking, place for hookers. hookers. Why they're fucking hookers. Whatever. But yeah, uh, they're arguing about like semantics of something he yelled in anger. Like yeah. It's like almost like when uh, me and my wife fight. When we fight... My wife's getting in the fight, and I see her. She is waiting for the next round of the fight for me for me to say something oh, it's like stupid, an RPG. and me to say something stupid turn so base. that she can turn. By the end of our <laughs> fight, we are now fighting about something three steps away from what we started, and that's what Dark's Lex is laughing, and he's looking. Out, he's man. looking at anything to laugh at Darkseid about, and Darkseid yeah. fumbles with some words, laughing it up, and and he calls him on it, and then Superman's right with him. And yeah. It doesn't make sense. Superman's that like, boy what, what dark did you side. say? Yeah, yeah that, that's not what you said. And then he's like, no, uh, I said birth the greatness of... No, 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 you said birth apocalypse and mankind is what you said. And I'm telling you this whole thing with mankind like, and apocalypse. I said greatness. Yeah, I said greatness. And that's the funny thing is it's not the greatness that seems to be what I think is the, the word they're going with. It's the birth. Of and course, he's, yeah. But he is off. Darkseid has no idea what's going on. He has I, met I, his I match. Just, what's going on. I think he's just, you know, trying to, like you say, use semantics to try to, yeah. and then he diverts them with his it, stupid It, it is pops. Clinton. It's Clinton under the thing. What, what is exactly. the definition of is? Yeah, what is is? Uh, yeah, so then Darkseid just, it, it just keeps going on. Darkseid is just angry. Keeps telling him, like, hey, I have this little cube here. I got all your technology. I'm going to use it to destroy you. And then Lex gives him the – and even that – but like the panels even. At one point, Lex has the nya, 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 nya with his yeah. thumb and his – and then at this one point with the thing, that there's Darkseid goes, and I'll destroy you with them about this thing with this cube. The next cube, yeah. panel looks like Lex is going like, ooh, you're going to do that. <laughs> and he said – here is Lex's line. Ooh, you mean we're not frenzy wensies anymore? When is Lex going to say we're not frenzy wensies anymore? And but it's Superman hilarious. is coming and, up with Superman number six. That's uh, yeah. why. Well, the, the problem I have with this issue really is that it almost seems a little forced. Like It's a little too oh, it's much. very now. forced. Because the last one when he was just laughing, when it was like out that of the blue, Darkseid's like, and, and you know what? I'm going to destroy your ass later. And Lex like, huh? Ah, and he laughed for page after page. It was really good. Oh, this so- seems to be – it is obviously it continues that. 
but it's a continuation that all – now I'm getting the point. With Frenzy Wednesday, I'm like, listen, Lex, this guy can, can – can, you know, obviously he can, I guess. But you, this is over the top. But yeah, and then Superman gets involved. Superman gets punched right in the face a couple <laughs> I just times. I about this. it. It's like Dark said, Luther, why are you nicer to me when other people aren't around? Yeah, yeah it's really weird. And, <laughs> they, they, and he has this cube, and he's like, hey, it's made of the boom tube stuff. And then all of a sudden Lex boom tries to stuff. destroy it, and then Superman crumbles it up. And when he crumbles yeah. it up, he just, grabs, looks, he just grabs Dark it and turns it into like, fucking schnittles. Yeah. And Darkseid looks like he is like, all of a sudden you go from the scare, like this is the most non-scary Darkseid I've ever seen. He looks like he's like, what the fuck just happened? Yeah. And then he gets mad and punches Superman punches right Superman in the right fucking face. One of two times this yep. issue that Superman gets punched but in the nose. All of this is all... And yet he's so, depowered a bit. Yeah, but it's so well, yeah, that's, relief. That was one of my big problems. I mean, shouldn't he at least, like I say, at he least have a, had bloody a bloody nose, nose or yeah. something? Yeah. You know, it's fucking dark side. Dark I know, side. you'd think it'd be a little more. This and guy's that, like a... Yeah. Controls black well, holes. And he's a god. And Darkseid's going to go back to Apocalypse. And Superman just goes, <laughs> nope. That. He pushes him aside. Just like, sweet. nope, I'm going through this boom that. tube rock face. And, and <laughs> I'm like, Darkseid is there's like, it, it's one of those things. He He's getting worn down with these. But words are for helping, <laughs> not for hurting. And he is just... Everywhere this is like he that turns. old Charles Atlas, those those old Charles oh, Atlas, yeah. where the guy yeah, he's who's getting kicked, kicked in, in the sand. Face, you know, yep. don't let it bother you, big boy. You know, yeah. <laughs> he pushed him and went through, and that's where we see Lord L, who was that demon that we saw before. That's and right, the, the demon the, alien winged monster, the demon alien who once said, "Daddy's got to go to war," and yes. we didn't have any idea. I still don't know who he is, but in your interview. You were told what? He did reveal that uh, those things are at least based on the overlords from Arthur C. Clarke's Childhood's End. Yeah. Which, as you can tell, if you listen to the interview, I hadn't read that book when yeah, he talked yeah. to me, but I decided to give it a look right after that. I had a copy laying right around my uh, office, mm-hmm. and uh, it was a pretty good book, but yeah, I don't... just has a copy laying around their office? So like, oh. oh, you know what? You should read, uh, you know, the... Oh, I got a copy. You should read fucking, you know, it's not like the Tale of Two Cities. Though I, I do love, I love Childhood's End. It's one of my favorites. It was, but, it really, it really was a good book, but the overlords in there, I guess, you know, they looked like this, where they look like typical, uh, Christian demons, basically, is right, how they're yeah. described. Just like, just like this winged with horns. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, they're not so benevolent, but then again, they're not evil either. They just kind of like mess up the human race, kind of make us very homogenized and, and it, boring. Yeah, and it's weird with this. Uh, it's L. their fault. With this L, like them. Yeah, it was with the, this it was, L, like I don't I get the cool, whole right? concept of. Like uh, we talked before when we talked about this, and uh, is this like the personification of? Is he a just? "Quote unquote God of every because people seem to recognize him. everyone Other seems people, to know him. Maybe he's just not right know him. and not you, not Superman. Yeah, and then Darkseid comes through and is pretty much taken aback by it. Uh, like yeah. he sees L and it's like he he's flabbergasted. He can't talk. I'm telling you, when he comes through, he's like talking mad shit on Superman, and it's like he walked in and saw his parents standing like, oh no, I cursed yeah. in front of them. I, I think I think he's in love. I'm telling you Possibly. that thing when he says L, that is the. Right there, if you substitute that for he sees a one, it, it looks like it's one of those like zoinks. I'm in love, baby. Beca- maybe and then, maybe L dumped him. Well, and Superman back. says, "Oh, I guess this is what I that you call a moment and a moment in quotes." <laughs> and I'm like, mm-hmm. I think that he's in love. I, I and really he's do. the bottom. And then he says, "I didn't expect you here ever." And it is. It's almost like you went out uh, uh, out. 
to a bar and you saw your ex that you thought moved out of town or so. I yeah. don't know. Yeah. It, it is very weird. Um, but in the meantime – And Eric's L, still very confused. Yes. Well, L ends this whole thing by just saying mm. basically, listen, Darkside, just go, you know, know your role. Go over here. Yeah. Leave and, them alone. Yeah, leave, leave them alone. We're going to resolve this. We're going like, to take Jesus him. To, yeah. And he's like, we're going to go and let. I'm going to take him to his friends. And that's where Superman's like, what? What do you mean? <laughs> I, I'm taking you to your friends, Superman. I'm going to help you. I'm I'm going to help you get to them. Where am I? But, but what do you mean? And then in the meantime, is my daughter here? Dark side is the one who. Dark side is Eric because Dark side goes. Wait a minute. Nothing has been resolved. Yes. You have never interfered with man's conflict. But, yeah, he's saying, like, why is the story ending? It's a very funny way to end a story because it isn't resolved. Nothing no. is resolved at all, really. And basically, Elle is like, no, no, no. This is what happens. We're going to – it goes as it wants. Uh, you know, things happen and don't happen and whatever. And then Superman still, what does this mean? What do yeah. you mean? I'm going to take me. you – And he says, I'm going to take you to Rafi and, uh, you know, Lois. And he goes, oh, okay, that's where I was going anyway. I'm like, well, what's going on good. here? That's but yeah. good. And Thank then he's, you, he's like a big thing also. Like this is where with Neil Adams in this book where you get a lot of things where you always get – it's almost like we said with recording the podcast where I, I hit stop record and then we talk for like another minute of awfulness. Or, hey, yeah. I gotta, and Neil by minute, Adams, you mean hour. Yeah. Neil Adams though in this book, there's always like that extra bit of dialogue that nobody else would put in there. Like, they're, hey, we're going to go see Lois and Raffi. Oh, I was going to go there anyway. Any other person, he the next panel, they would be arriving there. No. Yeah, I know. Then he's like, already preset. Will it close behind? It keeps going. And then <laughs> Superman's like, hey, to the that boom tube's incredible. And then there's L, as are you. As are you. I'm like, you. what are you doing? Are you trying to pick up Superman now? Now that Dark said you're old. But yeah, everything always seems to have that, like that extra two panels yeah. of dialogue that makes no sense but it's kind of the charm of it it makes me laugh uh but it yeah that, that's no extra charge by the way no it isn't well, superman shows up sees raffi and the dog and the weird thing about this before we go in with the dog what's the dog's name doggy I could have sworn it was rusty, but I don't think, I don't think they've mentioned weird. it in if issues. They, yeah, if, they, if they did, it was yeah, right? it was so far back. And it's a very important part because he goes through. There's Raffi, and Raffi has the best. He's there. <laughs> okay, what's the dog's name? Hi, Father. Yeah, Why hi, didn't yeah, I see really. this coming? <laughs> yeah, that'd be funny. It's like, I thought that was a weird name. Yeah, he's like, hey, Superman. Raffi, uh, Superman comes in. He's in love. Oh, Raffi. Lo Lois, you're safe. He doesn't go to hug Lois. No, he's he's gonna running hug right Raffi. to Raffi. He's got to go off to war. But hey, first, he's gonna Superman. Get they have computer games here. Like, Neil Adams is really stressed. I think that maybe this Rafi is like a grandson that he modeled, and this is what this grandson said 50 years ago. Uh, yeah, the, the grandson games. now has, oh, yeah. you know, is dead. This guy's 70. But yeah, wow. he's like, hey, we have computer, we got the pinballs here, the Batman. We got the Plinko. I don't, what else do you have? They Pacino got the machines. Players. Yeah, yeah, it's so weird. At we the got point, a stick and a hoop. At yeah. the point there, your favorite. Orion is strapping on his glove in the background because it, he punches Superman right in the fucking face. But it's funny. he <laughs> Superman comes through, and, and Orion just is, is preparing to beat the shit out of him. Makes no sense. He's like, oh, we had plan A, and now we have to have plan B, this, uh, this yeah. plan C, this is plan so A. This is so out of left field, though, for where we are in this book. It feels like we're really winding down, and then all of a sudden there's a plan B. Oh, my God, we're dealing with some more shit? Well, here it is. The plan A was Orion gathering the troops to defeat Darkseid. 
it, which includes the dog who, you know, surprise, surprise, is high father out of nowhere. Right. So New that tennis, I, make, I, yeah. I understand. He said plan A is the, uh, the stall. We got it. You got a stall. I got Lex Luthor involved. He didn't even really know. But we're stalling Darkseid so that I can gather the troops to defeat him. Plan B is a weird one. Plan B is Darkseid invasion of Earth. There you go. And then, yeah. you know, so the stall Darkseid didn't work. He's now invading. It's a weird plan B. But yeah, now they're just going to have to fight. And all of a, a sudden. Plan B created. That's what I'm saying. There, these aren't plan, plan B. No, because plan the red B was yes. going to run out. So yeah. he wants to attack now. Yeah, it makes no sense. Yeah, it makes uh, no fucking sense and at all. And all of a sudden we find out. And Rafi knows this whole time the dog, and Orion does, the dog is High Father. Everybody knows, and, except uh, for us. Yeah. 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 And Neil, Neil Adams was trying to beg Reggie to know and during the interview. <laughs> I know. With, with the like, dark side, there's always Reggie's. Uh, like new Genesis? Uh, yeah, new Genesis? No, no. Boom, no. When we have dark side, there's always a uh, good time. A, a comic yeah. book? <laughs> good time. <laughs> Fun times, and then you know, no, never mind. Let's move on. You fucking numbskull. And then he says, "I hear this ringing in the back. Is there a siren going off in your house?" And right. I, if there was a video, you would see Reggie has one of those things that the like Starsky and Hutch put on the top of their car. The siren. Reggie Freaking had it right out. next to him. It's just going off, and and Reggie's wife's running around with a fucking thing. Woo woo! And Reggie's nope, I don't hear anything. I don't hear anything. I'm an old man. You know, I don't hear very well. I don't even think that is. I think that this is your step. You had a plan A. Plan A is to convince Neil Adams he's fucking insane. He's (laughs) on the phone listening. I I hear. Turned out I didn't need to do a lot of convincing. Yeah, really. He's like, no siren. (laughs) I don't know what you're talking about, Mr. Adams. You know, and then then the, the Neil Adams and you did. Reggie's calling him Mr. Adams. I was laughing so hard. And then, uh, yeah, yeah what then, would you call him? Neely? Uh, yeah. Hey, Neil. Be like, know, hey, bud. Bob, Bob and Neil. Hey, guy. Hey, Bob and Neil. Uh, but yeah. then, uh, the Neil Adams kind of made fun of Reggie not knowing how to work phones. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, I had some little phone problems. Yeah, those newfangled inventions. <laughs> Sorry, I was too busy playing my computer games. Yeah, yeah he, uh, was, he was busy. He was, he was busy playing trying Pokemon to figure Go. out something that was a little more current than Power Rangers. And you know what? Yeah. He couldn't find it. But yeah, then you have High Father, and, and really, they're just gonna fight. Uh, Dark Side, and you do get a crazy battle of a giant. Wolf dog high father. Yes. Oh God, he's the gatekeeper from Ghostbusters. He's he's friggin' Zool. That's and right. I do have like... to mention, I said it before, after he turns into high father, there is a panel that the dog is back behind Rob. It <laughs> That's makes, right. It makes no sense. It, 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 but it's fun. And you know what's the best thing about this whole series? It does make sense. It's just like, eh, it doesn't get you mad because it's just fun. No. Yeah, they're going to fight, and they basically are beating the shit out of each other, and then Reggie loves the uh, Superman is going to manipulate the boom tube, which none of us have ever seen. No, no. I've never known I, the boom tubes to be a physical object. That you and in fact, a couple of pages before, he says the boom tube is indestructible. Yeah, he says Even though he did break that cube. Yeah, he did break the cube that was made with the Which I guess was stuff. foreshadowing what he's about to do. He kind of grabs the edges of the boom tube... <laughs> And pulls them into the center and kind of inverts it, it's like, sort of like a prolapsed anus. Yeah, pink sock, baby. Pink sock. Exactly. <laughs> and here, even that, like the dialogue you hear, he's just he's talking to himself. At the one point, he's doing a back fucking flip. It looks like, but he's like, if I exert the same amount of energy, all of it, and then he's like, boy. I'm actually breaking a sweat here. I'm like, when do you hear dialogue like this? And, then, and I <laughs> yeah. said later on, and you said that was a big thing for Neil Adams, where he actually made it like 
they actually had things happen to him that were he did like sort normal. of bring sweat into. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I can remember uh, Batman covers he drew where Batman is sweating under his cowl. Yeah, like, really, it gets so crazy. I would yeah, think that, it would get sweaty. But I, yeah. I would think so too. It he, probably smells like a fucking oh dick. Oh my god, it's probably, probably <laughs> yeah. He probably never fucking washes it either, right? It smells yeah. like a fucking dick. Yeah. I mean, how, how are you gonna, I mean, how much can you really wash that? He's like, yeah, he's, he spends like no, no. twelve, 12 how, hours. How much could like, Alfred really wash? Yeah, that? Alfred, oh, yeah, yeah, he's yeah, not doing Alfred. shit. Nobody's washing it. He's fucking. He gets the fucking a perfume. He does a Frenchman's shower. Fucking perfume. Oui, oui, it smells good, Batman. That's Italian. <laughs> no, that's a Frenchman. That's the, that was always the Frenchman yeah, day. In 1950. Yeah, exactly. That's when, you know, we liberated fucking France there. Makes, 43, yeah. baby. <laughs> now we can make fun of you. Yeah, now, now that we helped you out, we'll make fun of you bastards. You frogs. But yeah, we go on. And uh, really, you get the whole deal where... Darkseid's still pissed. They're going to defeat Darkseid. And it ends really with that, you know, pink sock of yep. the thing that it ends fully, like I said, it looks like a paddle of a fucking air hockey. Yeah. Darkseid somehow comes out of the it's ground. It's a butthole it being like, turned inside out. And then just yells, <laughs> uh, he wants to kill Superman. He's so angry. And he's like, I'll destroy him, level the weapons, at his heart, kill him, destroy. Just turns around and walks away. I'm he's out. done. He, and he looks. It's the funny thing, thing is, what does he do right before he walks away? Uh, you have it there? Yeah. He, he, looks, at like, looks, he looks at us. Oh, yeah, just for it, it's, our... It's <laughs> almost like a fourth wall deal where he's like, just need, like, almost like a, you know what? Fucking shit's not happening here. I'm well, you know, in that scene, there could be a lot of different music. That panel could have, like, wah, wah. It could. It could also be, like, And he's, like, going hitching. But yeah, yeah, he just, he looks like he's like, he's so angry at Superman, he's going to fight. And to me, it's just like he realizes at that moment, he's in a comic book. It's <laughs> yeah. nonsense. He looks at us. I'm out of here. He's like, I'm, go, I'm going back to the I'm other done. DCU. And even I'm like, yeah, powerful. and it's even like, yeah, and like, I'm sick of just yelling. I'm just no, yelling at that about point, everything. He is more defeated than Black Manor. He is. And he just walks away. <laughs> sure. And it's funny, too. He's walking away. Then Orion shows Everybody's congratulating him as you see him still walking away. And then we get the whole thing where you have yeah, this He's planet. still walking away at that yeah. first. Yeah. Yeah. He's still walking away, and there's Orion just shows up. Hey, he lost a round. I'll call Metron. And he's just walking away. There's people lining the streets. Oh, that's it's like, fucking yeah, so it's funny, so crazy. Man. And uh, so then they divide this planet. Everybody's again, just wa- like, did you see everybody on that panel, though, just staring at Darkseid yeah, down that saying, street, yeah. just staring at him? It's like well, that episode of Game of Thrones. Shame. Yeah, it's Shame. like that. Yeah. How it's did they crazy. get there? I think they were always lined up there. If you go back to all well, the things, Superman just jumped through the boom. Oh no, man! Who the who hell knows? knows? They're yeah, just lining it the streets. Please, they're lining the streets. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, though it's weird, under Superman in that one panel when he's yelling, oh, it it even looks like that to me. Off just out of my ass, it looks like that symbol of Rao under him that we saw in the uh, JLA. It really does look like it, but I don't know if that's for a fact. But yeah, uh, Darkseid just gives up. High Father's like, yep, we're going to divide this planet. Everybody's fine. The boom tube's done, so we don't have to worry about that. And then Rafi's there. Superman's like, oh, you know, you're going to go there. I'm going to miss you. And then even Rafi, I love you, big guy. You're going yeah. to visit? You're going to visit? And he's like, I'm going to visit. He's not visiting. No, he, no. he has never seen this I know. He again. seems kind of enamored with that boy. He does. It's really <laughs> weird. He's like, listen, I'll visit in about seven years. Wink, wink. 
Come and back then, to Neverland Ranch. I mean, the Fortress yeah, of Solitude. Yeah. Come on here, baby. And then uh, you go, and then there's the Superman. The one looks like a very uh, buff Drake to me. The guy on the far left looks a little like yeah, Drake. Yeah, yeah. A little bit. The Drake Doesn't the he look a little like Drake? Guy yeah. The looks kind of like Ryan Reynolds, too. Right? He little does bit. a little. And the yeah. other guy just looks like a smacked ass. But, yeah, there's Drake, Ryan Reynolds, and a smacked <laughs> ass. But, yeah, they are basically That's Mr. there. Perfect. And even that, they're like, I'm going to visit. And then the one, these guys are all nonsense. Metron's Underground Railroad led back to New Krypton and then back to Earth. I don't know what that means. Uh, really? I guess... That underground crazy ass railroad that Metron was doing, but that, yeah, remember that last this, issue? Yeah. Just, he, but like, basically, this is just to say, listen, everything worked out. A different, you know, fun, you don't have to worry about it. It's so how, weird. Never how does it again. go to Earth? Yeah, I don't know. That's Earth. what I'm saying. I'm saying it like everything was kind of like. Eric don't knows. worry, I mean, it's just it's a goes. real train. I know Eric knows. Yes. How yeah. dare you? Underground railroad. Uh, I don't then, know anything that's going on. And then that's Drake basically tells us again what these three supermen were there for, basically to clean up. Yeah. You know, get Raffi's moving junk back because to him. he's like, we'll get Raffi's junk back to him. Junk. I don't even know what this is going you're on. You're kind of a jerk, Drake Superman. He is. What are you doing, Drake? You go watch the Toronto Raptors, you motherfucker. Keep clapping. That's all that guy does. He loves those <laughs> Toronto Raptors, that fucking asshole. Wow. Get, get back in that wheelchair like Degrassi. He's from, he's from Toronto, yeah, man. Yeah, fuck he's him. He's for the home he, team. No, he thinks he's the fucking Toronto version of Spike Lee. That's all it is. It gets yeah. on my nerves. He's fucking hooting and hollering. He's getting himself involved. Go fucking rap with somebody. But the Toronto outside. version of Spike Lee is totally like, you know, Drake. Milk and and and. It sim- is. It is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just go back to that wheelchair. I, my son Alex liked him when he was on Degrassi. I didn't like him then. He didn't I love. I loved him. That Did Degrassi. you like him on Degrassi when he was in that? I don't wheelchair? know if I liked him. I didn't mind, but I loved watching Degrassi. To me, anybody in a wheelchair, they they're knocked down a notch to me. <laughs> wow. Hello. <laughs> I'm joking. FYI. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we end up with. Uh, I don't know. We end, up with Lex. we end up with basically, Lex basically, basically there. We go back to Lex. Goodbye to everybody. Dorothy says goodbye to the scarecrow. Yeah. And then we see Lex I want to miss you most of all, Dick yeah. Dorothy. Lex says yeah, use Superman's dick. blood, and I guess he's got the Supermen's blood, too. Yeah, and it's discovered and that everyone yeah. is human. Basically, and he even says at one point, why did you join up with Darkseid? And he says, it was a little R&D. I wanted to check out your Supermen. That doesn't make sense, Lex. Nope. Yeah. You started doing it before these Supermen. And it just didn't make sense. And it, but yeah, the end cliffhanger. And even Neil Adams, I saw on his Twitter even, and he doesn't tweet a lot. No. Had like, wait till you see the cliffhanger. It's a game change, like something like this. Well, he he finds out that everybody involved are all human. He think, and it's all thinking. He's like, I improved my. I like too. He had to improve that record keeping to get this. That why does that in there? And I improved my record keeping. But I guess the improvement yeah. is that he got more info. But he, he was said very, from all your he blood. Was very, uh, he used you know, to very be very organized. He yeah. used to be disorganized. Now exactly. that he laughed at Darkseid, now he knows, you know what, there is some things to organization. But yeah, <laughs> and he says that that proves you are all human. And I said that's what I think that really the supermen part was is like almost like that philosophical deal was that um what's his name nietzsche nietzsche where it's like the human the the superman i I really think that it goes deep like that but it's such a weird way i remember one time reading this i thought it was an allegory for For uh the waves of european emigration during world war ii yeah yeah Yeah. oh reggie was telling me about it and i i agreed 
I was like, Jeez, yeah. This is like two a... issues ago, and then yeah. I realized, Jim oh, Jim it's not. Jim me at work where he's like, oh, maybe this is what this whole thing means. I was he going with the sneaky like, And I said to him, get the fuck out of here. What I are you do, guys though. smoking? I think that it can't really be those su- all just the supermen. They were barely in the book. I think that I'm it ends though, up. We if everybody's special, nobody's special, Eric. What we're smoking is angel dust. But the yes. point is <laughs> that there, there is a way, I think, to read this book as a larger allegory, even just about Superman and fucking Kirby's fourth world. Like, right. he's, try, he's trying to say something and, you know, he's trying to make these characters palpable for movies, but I don't think he realizes that he's making them unbelievably insane. And yeah, if they're going to have a movie, it would be an animated movie in the vein of the old Super Friends where nothing makes sense. Well, I think yeah, it'd be like an old, it'd be like a Ralph Bakshi movie. Yeah, it'd be like be Fritz the Cat or something, you know? Yeah, just be like, what the fuck? It would be crazy. Or or have it like almost in the vein of the uh, Flash movie where it's just so over the top and goofy. It would be kind of funny. What do you think of that? Flash Gordon? Fl- yes, the Flash Gordon. Oh, okay. So was, it's like we thought so... you were talking about Flash. No, 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 not Flash. Flash Gordon, where it's so over the top yeah, yeah, yeah. and so goofy campy. Yeah. and campy. But there's never a movie going to be made from this. There's no, no, no way. absolutely not. And not, not even just the story, but the characters. You're and not going to have a movie of how much explanation would you need before you'd have a movie with New Genesis and Apocalypse? Well, well yeah, Steppenwolf showed up in Justice League. Yeah, but even that, like, that's going to take yeah, some. See. You have your character, but all of a sudden you have a movie where it's about life on apocalypse. Eh, it's not happening. Eh, you fucking see. Orion. Orion with that ugly face here. The guy looks like a mongoloid. Rocky Dennis looking motherfucker. He does. He's fucking. But uh, I like this. I like the series a lot. It was I a did, lot of yeah. fun while it lasted here. And like I would fucking walk over fucking broken glass nude with my fucking nutsack hanging down and to re- be- before I would ever want to read that Poison Ivy book again compared to this. Like, I would oh, read yeah. this a trillion times over, yet people would say, oh, yeah, look at this goofy-ass fucking dialogue and whatever. At least I'm having fun reading it. Oh, yeah. It is a lot of fun. It- it's kind of... There is some tongue-in-cheek stuff, but... It makes me laugh because when you tell me, when Reggie tells me about Neil Adams, I don't know that that tongue is in the cheek. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> this guy I, I means really what he's saying. I think it's funny. He's I sort don't of like think, a modern-day guru, man. I really know, think that he is probably when people – did you tell him that this book is hilarious? Did you say that? Because I, I did. did. I did say that everyone at the site thinks, think, thinks it's so funny and more people, meaning Eric, have jumped on as it went yeah. along because we find it so funny. I am more people. There you go. But I'm afraid that you say to Neil Adams, like I see him down at the youth center, me and him uh, volunteer down there uh, usually every other Sunday. We do dodgeball. Oh, yeah. And he comes nobody. up to me and I say to you, hey, Neil, hey, Neely, hey, uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I think that coming as Superman is fucking hilarious. I think he'd punch me in the face like Superman. Like, he doesn't think this is hilarious. I don't think he looks at it as being hilarious no, either. No, that's what I worry about. Uh, that's, that's maybe that even makes it maybe more hilarious. That's why is that, yeah. possible? That, that does make it hilarious, the, more hilarious the, to the me. The thing about this is it was six issues. You know, you knew it was going to finish. And I'll tell you one thing, you know, we talk about these decompressed stories. These stories ain't. These issues were not decompressed. There was no. so much shit happening in every one. Yeah, of them. and that's the problem. Is you I could think not he got. Say, it was too much shit. He got the, can, f- the fifth issue. We handed it in. They're like, boy, you have seventeen things you have to tie up. Next issue is wait a sec. What? This is what? six issues. <laughs> he had no yeah. idea. Because yeah, it really had some problems. But uh, what'd you give it, Reggie? I gave this issue a seven point five. I think I'd give the whole series something more like an eight, eight point five. I think I'd give the whole series an eight, eight, five. Yeah, this issue I'd probably give a seven. Yeah, 
I think I'd end up giving it a six. Okay. Just yeah. because of how lost it could be my own ignorance. So, like, I don't read a lot of books anymore. I think it'd be I didn't read the, the last first third. Yeah, it, it, it really once it tried to tie itself up, uh, it had some problems, and you we really did have some of those moments. Like, yep, I guess I'm like Dark said, just eh, I'm gonna walk away. I'm not gonna finish this. And he even yells, it, "This nothing is resolved." But the first half of the book's hilarious. Yeah, it is. That's it, the thing. I, I don't think you would have actually gotten anything more out of it, Eric, if you read the first three issues, yeah. but. I do understand that by the end of the book, it was like, you know, my I, my head was spinning. I yeah, was just like, yeah. whatever, whatever the fuck you want to do, yes. just do it. <laughs> what is happening? Uh, I don't know. And we're back. Yes. Back. What are we talking about? We are talking about Reggie. bloodlines. Oh, it's the bloodlines. Ah, ah, ah. The blood. Ah. <laughs> Written by J.T. Kroll, art by V. Ken Marion, Sean Parsons, Andrew Dollhouse, and Soto Color. It's the fourth down, and our team is going all the way to hell. The Pine Ridge High School's homecoming game proves a perfect venue to bring the whole Bloodlines gang together and give them a purpose. But that creepy little girl with the purple translucent pet and a lust for bloody evisceration is still on the scene, and it looks like an entire church congregation has gone to Village of the Damned this Sunday morning. So there's sure to be more slasher flick fun in store. Yes, I, I actually think the down is fourth and fun. What do you think of that? <laughs> that, was, that, be- that was good. <laughs> that beginning, is just that girl is so... Cr- I love the fact, too, where you get the idea that these monsters are going to go bad anyway. She's yeah, yeah. always been bad. And I love that in a book where you get the, like, somebody gets a power and that, that the little girl's the one. She, she's the biggest piece of shit out of she's, everyone. She's, she's just a, a murderer. Yeah, you see right away who, she's killed know, two yeah. people. Yeah. It's, it's Maybe funny her you, parents? I, I'm, oh, yeah, they're dead. Yeah, the funny thing, though, no, I guess, I'm assuming in my mind she just goes from house to house and then just, uh, hey, That's parents, thinking, kills yeah. them and then just keeps talking to them. Like, her parents have been dead for fucking weeks now. These are just the next phase of these people that she keeps killing. I don't know. You're assuming they're her parents, though. But yes. Yeah, I like to think that they are not, and that they she just keeps ripping hearts out and shit and whatever. Yeah, that's all. And, it's actually know, funny to me because you brought, like you know in your blurb that you brought up the little girl and she's in the beginning of this issue. But when I read this, by the time I got to the end, I forgot all about the little girl. Like in my mind, all right, the, the ending phase, everybody's gonna come together to take out the preacher who's at the end of this and his yeah. you know zombie congregation. Forgot all about the little girl though. Yep. She yeah, is she obviously the biggest threat. Yeah, she yeah. is a oh my god, she's a piece of crap. And this, uh, this also got the blood, some of the blood quota out right away. Seriously, in the yeah, yeah. Too, and, so that was important. I will tell you, and I V can has said that he listens. To, I love the art in this. Oh, and, the art and the is whole fantastic. Thing, it's Perfect. so good. I'm and, gonna suck uh, you off, B. Ken. Yeah. Oh, Jesus, Eric. <laughs> he might take you out on that. I don't know. Right. You're, you're pretty good. I'll vouch for you. Of course, if, need, if, you, if you need references, <laughs> I will definitely vouch for you. Um, we go on, and there's some sexy time, bedtime. That's and, right. Uh, Duncan jumps in, and I do like this. It is funny how he said that. It's funny that Duncan. Uh, jumps through the second floor window. And the guy he, can he, leaps. he smashed through a window last issue. Yes. Like, does this does he not use doors only no. through windows? He, it's, on, it's like I said he at one point. To come at one point, you never see Batman walk through a door. He's always smashing through. Fuck. He's big on like uh, the fucking ceiling skylight. Uh, things. Yeah, the skylight. He loves that. Uh, in the meantime, here um, I like it because it is a very quick deal where you're like. If you don't remember their powers, here it is. Like, yeah. you know, boom, boom, boom. We got the power. Although powers I still sets. don't understand Blake's power, really. So he, uh, like, 
he kind of sets the mattress on fire. He kinetically charges things like Gambit. Yeah, yeah. And it makes fireworks? I don't know that it's just a, yeah, it booms. It booms, Reggie. (laughs) And I do like it, too, where they're like, oh, man, this Duncan guy shows up. Boy, he's badass, and he is badass. I love Duncan. I mean, he's shooting immediately. I love it. Like, he comes through the window, and the gun is firing already. Yeah, it is firing. He he is so amazing, though, that he is shooting at an upward angle, but somehow the bullets come in straight, and then he jumps in through a second floor window. I'm like, he is like one of magic bullshit right here. He's bending bullets. And I like, though, that uh, I always forget the girl's name. Haley. Haley. And she's like, Megan you know, it's Fox. like one of those, like, it's a funny thing in Shrek where they're like, I, I don't want to go in the woods. Like, who's scarier than me? And they kind of do that. Like, you're scared of him. He should be scared of us because they are, the Haley, they're, they're fucking awful. Yeah, Haley's well, ready got... to get that in her underwear. And it's funny then because then they kind of come to an impasse then because they're going to fight. But then they kind of stop. And it looks like, yeah, they can kill him. The Duncan can be dead. And really, if anybody should be dead, it's Haley with that fucking Grateful Dead tattoo. She be, she should be done. Sure. But uh, they're like, no, don't kill him. You know, you he's mean that's not, not a psychotic. stylized flash cut? Uh, no, tattoo? that is not. And they're <laughs> like, oh, you know, he's not psycho. What do you mean he's not psycho? And yeah, he kind of tells them, listen, this doesn't end good. You guys are in big <laughs> trouble. You're going to end up with monsters and just you're going to die. And really, I didn't get the idea in the previous issue either because I'm not really familiar with the classic bloodlines from the 90s. But uh when we saw his flashback in the previous issue, I thought he just freaked out because his family turned into monsters with their powers and he killed them. But obviously it seems like they got their powers and then and they then became, became monsters. Like advanced yeah. level. He had their powers. Yeah. He was probably trying to keep them in, like, don't go out and try to stay away. You know, we don't want people to see this. And then, right. yeah, it advanced and took him over. It was over. like a Tales from the Crypt episode. Yes, and it took him over. And then, yeah, you got that. But then you get to our main guys. And uh, I like him. I like Eddie now. Eddie is kind of sulky. Oh, I love but, Eddie. But I, I yeah. do too. But I think that uh, Albert freaks me out. Still. No, Albert to me is besides the little girl at the beginning. I think Albert's the best. He, he is so he is creepy. Yeah, he's, he's crazy, the rogue element for sure. I like though game. that he is. We said it before when he was going to peep and stuff. I like that he takes that, but he's very straight to the point where, like, you know, about the intestinal tract of the tapeworm and stuff like that. But I, I do like it, and I do like where I didn't really get. The whole concept of Dana actually being with like the cheerleaders. Yeah, she's point. like a popular girl. Yes, I yeah. actually thought that. No, obviously she's pretty hot. But very, I thought that hot. she was like one of those like, oh, there's that tech girl with her crazy vlog and stuff like that. I didn't really get the whole concept that she was like with the in crowd, which we see here, which is a setup to get them to the football game. But yeah. they're like, hey, why are you hanging out with the dorks? Well, you know. We're gonna throw shit on their fucking front door. We're gonna shit the house there. You shit on my house, Haley. <laughs> shit that house. But yeah, and, and I like that concept though that it's Albert and Eddie with Dana. Uh, I wish that we actually had more the issues. the cripple kid. I wish we had more issues of that. Right? It turns into a crazy Breakfast Club situation to me. And I really, I really do like it. Um, but yeah, and they're like, hey, you're gonna go to the game. You, you know, I, I didn't. I was not a nerd per se. Super. <laughs> But I didn't like going to the football games and stuff because that's where, like, I was out of my element. If I wasn't Did you guys playing, have homecoming at your high school? Yeah, yeah. We, I, we, I, 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 growing up as a kid, I thought homecoming was something invented for television and movies. Really? Really? I, I, I never knew what it was. Yeah. And uh, then the homecoming so, football game? 
Yeah, we we, we, we did have a football team. There was no homecoming. The alumni, no. when when they graduated, they either went to prison or they died. I guess they didn't. They never came back. That's the graduation. Uh, there was no yeah, homecoming. Yeah. I, I thought it was. I thought it was something just for like football. Well, it was funny movies. too. Sadie if Hawkins I, Day dance. Well, if I really, <laughs> if I really think though, in, I've never even heard of that. I mean, I've, I've never yes. seen one in person because maybe they were around. No girl ever asked me. Yeah, no girl. Ever I think asked that's that. what it was, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> Our school doesn't have those, well, dude. Sorry. At, <laughs> at the one point, um, I think that for our school either they tied it into or it became the thanksgiving day football game almost became a homecoming yeah type that thing was honestly that's what it like was like the biggest day oh it makes and, sense all the kids from college are well, home then they'd yeah. all come home and they'd have right. that and they'd and, and again i didn't go to dances because like these guys i'm like i don't go to the dances i'm not into that and so i don't know i guess they must have had so you had bloodlines powers i did and wow. actually, it ended up actually it was, it was, really being know, a tapeworm. No, it was day. actually a tapeworm I had. It was, and I, you know, I just kept eating. This tapeworm went, and then suddenly I pulled out a ten foot tapeworm out my ass, and then fucking, you know, swung it around like a lasso. I don't know. This is what's been making me masturbate. Yes, really, and that's what. Yeah, really, that was my bloodline's power. Is that I actually went from being able to masturbate twelve times a day to twenty. Wow. Power done, and really, Wham. if you want to say what happened, it was what happened when they went to the football game i developed 17 hands and 10 cocks <laughs> i ended up jerking off simultaneously seven times and wow. I, i'm the record keeper uh but yeah you go to the football game and all hell's broken loose i don't really know with what's been going on in this town i really think they should have canceled this game i don't know why any extracurricular activities are going on when shit is going down in this town like that we have just had like recently like uh, two days ago we had a, a fucking birthday party where everybody was mass murdered. Everybody they don't know who did it. There is a, a fucking ra- you know serial killer out there in Lincoln Park raping your ladies. Another day in Oregon. <laughs> yeah, and we said if it was in Texas, I'd, I'd make a little more sense. But here, it's just it yeah, is I, crazy. I really and feel like it should be Texas. It, it, I think so too, especially when you're going to go this route. And it looks like their uh, team is the Spartans. I would guess. Have they said that? Because you see the Spartans, unless that's the other team. I don't remember, remember them that. saying anything. Yeah, it's they on, have like it's a deal Jeffrey with... Lee Memorial Field. That yeah, and it's so funny because when I saw that, I actually thought it was their old friend that died. And I then did they, for a second. They mentioned him though. The Graham, next yeah. thing, if they didn't, I would have thought, oh, Jeffrey Lee, that must have been that guy. But it's like, damn it, Graham died because I didn't, you know what I mean? I'm like, okay, it wasn't Graham. That's good. Um, well, I'm saying it's the guy that Duncan killed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that I is. don't know what happened to him where he's developing arms and arms and legs and fucking heads and oh, it's crazy ass shit. Well, well no, you remember what thing. happened. Oh, no, I'm telling you, it's either that or a Cronenberg flick. No, no, you know what happened. <laughs> From beyond. He killed him he went into the morgue and they all morphed into him. Remember, they all, every bit all of, of the, the morgue. Yeah, because all of them were open. When he oh, left, you're right. he was walking right. down there like, you know, and a fucking creepy ass thing. And every bit of those doors were open and they all morphed. Those are everybody who died are all there. And in fact, I'm guaranteeing you next issue, Graham is one of those faces when they fight. He's going to be one of those guys in there. And, and he's like, not going to be able to fight. I'm Quato. <laughs> open your mind, open Eddie. Open your mind, Quaid. And then the next thing, he's going to grab a thing and go, here's a surprise. And it's the fat lady head that he throws, and it blows up. It's freaking total recall right there. But yeah. Uh, Two gonna, weeks. <laughs> they're, fighting the, they're fighting the guys there. And then at one point, they actually throw Arnold out, and his, eyes, his head explodes because yeah. he's in March. 
And then they'll get your ass to Mars. And there we go. They all go there to Mars. Go. Bonnie Cox's head explodes. Yeah. Yep, everybody's done. But yeah, they're, they're fighting this guy. They're all there. And that basically, uh, the one thing that I really hate is, uh, and I, I forget his name too. This is what I hate. The, uh, the quarterback guy. Black Gambit? Yeah, Black Gambit. What is his name? Oh, Blake? Blake. Yes. Yeah. Blake? You got to learn the trash talk, you son of a bitch. I'm reading this. He has a, and it's an awesome idea. Picks up one of the footballs, and it, it, he's fucking, you know, gambiting it. Yeah. It's fucking Kinetic energized. Charge. And that's awesome. That's cool. Yeah. And he goes, Told you, second string QB all the way, baby. No, you're sitting on the fucking bench. You do not say that to the ladies. Yeah, that's fucking. You, you lie and say that you were getting cues. You, you, can't. you lie to everyone. I was, Everybody I was knows him. I don't. I don't team care. Water boy, baby. No, I'm telling you, you, it does not matter. You lie until the day is done. You yeah. say. <laughs> Yeah, that's why I was starting quarterback. And she's like, wait, hell, he's like, wait a second. You weren't starting. No, no, you didn't come to all the games. No, no, I remember this. No, no, you don't know. The coach said that. The, the coach told me. The coach he was told the me. The coach told me I was really the starting quarterback, but they felt bad. But you keep going with it. There you go. Yeah, I'd and like to hear you work out of that one. Oh, my God. That was yeah. a different football team. The, yeah, that was that's the better, what I'm saying, yeah. The extra football that team. That was down the, the road. Yeah, the one. team you saw was just the standard. <laughs> I, you know, that was the JV team. Oh, they felt bad. Oh, you know, Dad's the mayor. He had to be the starting quarterback, but I was really the starting quarterback. No, I, I don't ever. I've never heard somebody say like, "Oh man, nice throw." Yeah, bench warmer, baby. If anything, you're like, "Yeah, I should have started." The fucking nonsense, buddy. Well, he's an officer of the law, so he is there to it, uphold the truth. He is in some fucking good Wait, shape. If he was in this good shape, him, he was beating up crackheads for the hell of it. I know that. He wanted so to, I think his whole thing, he wanted to knock some heads, you know, because he was still angry about not being first string. Yes, because he was the second yeah. string. <laughs> it's so bad. Only... And they're like, listen, you know, I, I, I hate if the third string guy comes up. Oh Where is he? Oh my goodness. I really, that really, team. I got so angry. I was reading this and she's like, nice toss. Told you second string QB all the way. I'm like, you, that's second, if second place is first loser. Yeah, don't say second string. You fucking, hey, 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 just no, say, don't. you know I'm a good quarterback, baby. Jim, give, give me the ball. All your it's down. Give me the ball and it's down. Jim, what the fuck? Oh my goodness. I'm still getting. And then, yeah, then Duncan's yelling, stop your yammering. I think what he's saying is, what the fuck are you admitting to? Just shut your fucking mouth. You, you fucking loser. I jumped you're in the shit. second store window. You were getting laid. That's over. Nobody yeah. is le- nobody is proud to fuck the second string quarterback. I love the way he shoots that fucking uh, rifle with one hand. Though he's yeah. so oh, bad. Yeah. He's, he's like bad. Arnold and T two. Yeah. He in his town first string quarterback. Yeah. And fucking he, and Duncan he, was there. He, he was the everything. Other team's quarterback. Exactly. So I don't know if this matters to anybody. He reminds me of the character Creighton Duke from Jason Goes to Hell. Really. Yes. Just... Eric showed me a picture, and there there's definitely a similarity. Okay. But you know this this there's a lot of. Uh, Oh yeah, there's a lot, a lot of, of like I said, there is. There's a lot of guy. like man with no name bit. There, I, I love it. There Snake isn't. Plissken, I don't man. even know Snake Plissken. I even get a little bit of Blade even now with that trench coat Maybe. and stuff like that. And I he's really black. like. I it. get you. Yeah, you shut up. I really like <laughs> it. And yeah. uh, then uh, Eddie rips out the goalpost because that's what you do when you win the game. And I think they won. That's what they do at West. Well, one time in West Virginia, they had had some problems that's where West we weren't Virginia. winning a lot. And we beat Penn State the one year I was there, and to go like one and something, and they ripped the goalpost down. And I was like, you, you, again, I'm yelling at people. What are you doing? Yeah. Fucking one win. Get you that put that goalpost back. Put it back. back. You know, whippersnappers. 
go burn some couches on your fucking porch. But yeah, and then Eddie's there. Hey, by the way, I don't. I'm not a big fan of football, but I like baseball. You don't hear him saying that. Yeah, I was a third string. You know, I was the uh, the second outfield. Yeah, not yeah really. Yeah, I I like left field, but they stuck me at third base. But I wasn't good enough fielder, so they had me just in in practice. So I really impressed them. But once the game, I I kind of I was a wicket right through the fucking things. Whew. So I'm he, getting tired. He waxes he wax this thing, yeah, but in doing him. so, it starts to absorb him. And uh, this, uh, this, to me, is, if I was going to say, was the best art of the week, uh, it is for me, where he gets consumed, goes yeah. to black, and then uh, uh, Haley cuts him out. I thought that was awesome. This whole I page really looks like really good. Yeah. yeah, The whole book looks really yeah. goddamn it does, good. Yeah. It does. I and love then, the colors. Yeah, the colors, as I would say in my review, they make everything pop, Eric. Boosh. Pop. It all works together. Yeah, and it does. It's like the perfect blend of art and story. That is my other uh, review. Very good, very good. But I do really <laughs> like it. And uh, What a roller coaster ride. It is right? a roller coaster ride of emotions where you will pay for the whole seat. You're only going to need the edge. <laughs> only the edge. But yeah, you, you get it where, I mean, shit's going wrong at the end then. And maybe, maybe we will not get Graham later because there's some shit oh, yeah. going wrong but it is a puddle a puddle a puddle of potties it's a pile of bodies there <laughs> that's just disgusting and you do see faces the one guy has like that you see him there on the side of that pile i don't know yeah. what that so, is what's that it's like now? almost like when you grab the collar and go he has that look there you know what i'm saying it looks like that it's kind of funny um i would guess too I, I'm looking. I'm looking to see if I see a legitimate face, but all you see is that fucking redhead son of a bitch, that main guy. And then they're like, "Hey, finish it off." And Eddie just goes to town and rips out both of them. Eddie and Duncan spine, do start and then Duncan this cuts thing it, apart. and it's it's badass. It really is. The one yeah. thing though is he should be covered completely in this quote like black blood slime. And the next thing he's he's pretty clean. Think he got no blood. But he's pretty badass, and he That's has that true. he has that spine up to the head. And I wish that he did a little like ventriloquist act. There. <laughs> it's all right. Like, Me it's and right. my shadow. Right. Hey, if I'm the dummy, why do you have your hand up my ass? It's <laughs> my favorite line. <laughs> I say that every week. Uh, but yeah, I really like there, and it ends. With this nonsense there where everybody's there, not the whole issue, but the scene ends with them like, hey, how did this happen? You know what? This happens to everyone with this. Wait a minute. We have it. What's gonna? This is what we have to look forward to. And yeah. that's where we're going to end with them wondering like – That's right, and, kids. Line and you're up probably so going to get to the, the point where – uh, you know, they even say, like, you know what, maybe we'll commit suicide, mass suicide, get the tracksuits, hail Bob is coming. Oh, yeah. We're, we're going to get on the mothership. <laughs> we're heading off. It's uh, a Mikey Cortez. You, you would think that um, that Albert's going to figure something out, I'm right? I'm Jim Jones. My name's Jim. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. But then uh, the the main ending, the, the whole thing ends with a preacher who yeah. I think that it ends a little – he's again – the town has too much dancing. <laughs> going on at the moment, and he is very yeah, angry. John Rithgow shows he, up. He, it does look a little like him, but he's mad. His daughter doesn't respect him anymore, doesn't come and listen to the sermons anymore. She used to get worked up listening to those sermons, uh, damn but dancing. now she doesn't. And Kevin Bacon came into town. I'm saying his, his daughter him. died coming home from a dance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, but right. the other daughter is, isn't that his other daughter, though? Yeah, he's like super protective yes. of his yeah, other yeah. daughter. Yeah, he's very protective of no her. No dancing. He leads to death. Yeah, he that's A plus B equals fish. Yeah. It, it doesn't make sense. But, yeah, uh, he's there, and I said there, what throws me off is any time I see a character like this, 
where he's like, you know, he's not a bad guy at first. He, he's possessed, obviously. He has these, this demon in him, and he's possessing other people. But the minute I see that, when he's like, I can show you the way to the promised land, I immediately think that that the book now takes place in the South. <laughs> it always <laughs> seems to me. I don't no, know. When you like, have that a congregation is, of people like that, I always go South as yeah, well. It always seems like that's the stereotype, especially in a horror movie thing like this. Have you when guys been inside of a church back. ever? I mean, you know, they have these they in the North let, too. They don't let, I know, but it's when it's this. They're not like, possessed people doing stuff. Yeah, the, board the last time I went to church, the last time I went to church, they were serving out hot dogs and hamburgers. And I went for about seven rounds of food. I went home and then went back again and ate. That's when I was. And then gave yeah. them my email address. Gave them Eric Saban. They're like, oh, you know what? We saw Are you, you here. Me? No, yeah. They said, we saw you all here all day. They had, do you like those? And actually, the guy came over, and the guy was a, uh, an old teacher of ours in high school. And I hated the motherfucker. Who was, was it? Fucking asshole. Mr. Oh, I know. Mr. Yeah, Anderson. Yeah. I, I didn't like the guy. Me and him hated Nobody each liked other. that guy. I really didn't like him. But he was being very nice then. But he comes over and he's like, oh, hey, Jim. I'm like, hey. And he's like, oh, I noticed you were here a lot today. And I'm like, yeah, okay, you're calling me out. I get it. And he's like, yeah, uh, <laughs> you could at least sign up for the church. I'm like, okay. And the, like, what did we do? Oh, you put your email. Retro Eric. Eric's email. I put Eric's is, email in. How does that even and, fly in anybody's mind? He knows you're Jim. Yeah, that's, but that, that's the thing, though. I that's my persona. I think the retro at the beginning threw him off. He wouldn't go in it. He'd be like retro Eric. It's like some crazy. Thing. Did you get emailed there? Dare no, leak nothing. Dare uh, leak my balls. I told oh, well. him. Yeah. yeah, he never got Chuck, the email. Chuck you Farley. You know what else I hate? I hate when you have to write down an email, and I'm I cannot write that at. I I still really? can't. No, I can't. It's and just I a think, lowercase a with a circle. I know circle. it is, but just to make an a and then circle, it's like one of the main things I think in the history of fucking mankind that ended up nobody thought ahead of how awful it is to write that all the time. I think it it's might easy be as hell. I yeah, it's, not, it's not really that bad. There's not any really things. It's not like crossing a T. It's like... You yeah, do yeah. an A in this continuous it's, circle. It's what even if it was easier just than a, that. What happened if it was just a colon? Yeah. If it was a colon, it'd be easier. If it was uh, retro Eric, colon, boom, boom, I solved it. There we go. Hashtag. Hashtag's easier. What do you think of that? I don't know what I'm talking about. We need those hashtags for, uh, you know, current events. Yeah, so we can figure out, oh my god, that guy died. That guy died now, and it's actually, you know, Gabe Kaplan has gained another $12 billion fucking (laughs) some investment. Like, if I see Gabe Kaplan show up trending, he's dead. There's no way. But yeah, uh, it ends with this preacher. He's controlling these people. We're going to have a mess. We have two more issues. Uh, yeah. The next, next, next issue, issue is going to be church time slaughter, and the last one, who knows, campground, it's gotta man, be that girl. mental hospital. That little thing, girl any, has to yeah, be, the little girl she will, be will morph into the biggest motherfucking thing ever, yeah. I, I would think. And they're going to have to, they're all going to join together to fight. And then it's funny, too, because you almost get the idea of a story like this is one of those, like, if you kill the main vampire, then. There is no real out like that that Turns you can out that see Peter now. Sutherland's not the real vampire. Well, that, yes, George exactly. Herman all along. George Herman has been, so that's what you have to do. And now you're eating maggots, David. Michael. <laughs> Michael. Michael. David. David was Kiefer, Kiefer right? Yeah. yeah. That's worms. I, I wish the, the whole thing, like, th- that was the whole movie. Every time you went to eat, it was like something else. Just that's, get fucking with him. That's rocks, Michael. Oh my god! Turn him into an anorexic. It's. I thought it was fruity pebbles. It's fucking rocks. It's fucking fucking aquarium rocks. What's what? going on here? Uh, but yeah, you, I think that we're gonna get the point where maybe the main 
main quote unquote the the head vampire is that crazy thing with the little girl maybe and yeah. when they kill that somehow these things come out of everybody's mouths and go back to space i don't know i don't know I don't how know. you get they out they may all die i really think may... this is all a uh, psa to get yourself checked for Lyme disease that's what i've been thinking <laughs> that since it started because it did start with that deer you no, get yeah. Lyme disease if you do not get it fixed. That shit fucks you up. Wow. You're, so, you're, you're uh, thank you, this JT and V. Ken. Thank you. I think that you should. As long, you know, you should spade and neuter your, your pets, and you should get checked for Lyme disease. Those are two things, and don't litter. Oh, God, we keep Give a hoot, don't pollute, Reggie. We keep dealing with horror tropes throughout the series, and I really, at some point, I think it might even end with, uh, like, the Return of the Living Dead ending, where the military gets involved and they nuke the town. It might be. Maybe. It could be so funny. We're like, I really like, oh, my God, they're dead. And then a, a hand comes up. Yeah. But no, I'm enjoying the hell out of it. I really <laughs> like it. And I'm not a horror comic fan. So this is not a, quote, unquote, like a, a hardcore horror. No, comic. absolutely not. It's an adventure comic. It'd almost be like Blade as a vampire movie. You know, you yeah. know it, it is an adventure not movie. A horror it's, it's, it's more, an action horror, movie it's more of a horror movie than a yes, horror comic. Yes, and I know? love it. I, I, and I don't even yeah, like horror movies, but I have a lot of fun with this. And I just, I, I do, I do enjoy it. This is probably one of the few books that when it comes out, I'm not like, God damn it, when will these stop? Because I want just rebirth books. This is one of those where I'm like, okay, great. Yeah, I'm going to talk about this. Oh, yeah, this is one of my favorite books that are coming out right now. And I just see online that people are just, when they bash it, I just, I don't know if they get it. I, I really don't. There's really, really, you don't have to get anything. No, no. It's just a fun adventure action movie deal. People are affected. They're trying to deal with the bad shit's going on in town. I, I think that a lot of people are just like thrown off. There's no, you know, no, I don't know who this guy is. These guys are whatever. And that's always, the fun of it, though. And that's the thing is where I give them full credit, J.T. Kroll and, and V. Ken Marion. Uh, the, probably the hardest thing to do at Marvel and DC is to start up new characters. Because people don't. I mean, look at the Inhumans. We talk about Marvel. We do that Marvel stuff. Well, no one They're wants fucking, to do that because you don't get that. to retain rights. And you don't. Yeah, you know? and you don't get. Yeah, and so you have these new characters. It's really hard to get people to even care about them. I care about these characters, though. I really do think a horrible end is coming, and, <laughs> yeah. and they're going to die. And if they do, the fact that this is a six-issue mini, I I don't mind. No. Like, if it's at the end, like you said, if the government comes and nukes the town, sure. and that's it, and we see, you know, you're going to have an open-ended thing where the rubble moves, and Duncan gets out, of course, because he's a badass. <laughs> yeah. Half fucking he'll skull. kick out. He'll, like, yeah. burst out. Yeah, really. And then he'll run, jump through a second-floor window, tumble <laughs> down, roll down the stairs, bash open another window, go out and go, I'll be back. And then yeah. we're done. But uh, I, if it ends that way where everybody dies, I will not be that upset. You'll, and not you'll just have because something I don't you care get very rarely in comics, and yeah. that's a complete, a complete story. story. Exactly. <laughs> but if it goes on, if they're like, hey, we saved the day, whatever, I'll be fine too. I, yeah. I'm really enjoying it. What did you give yeah. it, Reggie? I gave it an 8 out of 10. Yeah, I think I'd give it an 8.5. I it's... think I'd give it a 7.5, and that's mostly because I was a little – uh. The idea that like you know Haley and uh, Duncan and Blake all converged on the football stadium didn't make sense to me the for only, everybody to come to this one place. The only thing that I can think of is this is a very small town. Mm. Duncan comes and at on a Friday night in this town, though they didn't really set it up fully. 
uh, I think that that's where everybody is. Like, everybody does converge at the football game. They didn't really spell out, like, they should have had police cars go by the like, house and then go, like, oh, my God, the football oh, stadium. Yeah. Even if, yeah. even if uh, Blake got, like, a radio thing, like, that's police what are I'm converging. Saying. But, sure. like, in my mind, they should be sitting down at the freaking kitchen table having a cup of coffee as Duncan gives us exposition about what the fuck's going yeah, on yeah, to them. Yeah. Uh, they should not be out and about talking about second-string quarterbacks. The whole football game was a way to corral all of oh, them yes. together. And, yeah, there could have been a li- – you only need a little setup. Like I said, they go out and two police cars go by freaking speed. And, like, Duncan's like, what the hell's going on? Oh, my God, the stadium, the football game. And then Duncan really – or not Duncan. Uh, I always Blake. forget his Blake. name. Blake is like, oh, my God, everybody's there. And then they take off. That'd be fine. Because, again, I got the assumption that everybody is – and it's it is, it's homecoming, right? Yeah. They say that. So everybody it is, is going, homecoming. Everybody is going to be at that football game. So it does make sense. But for them to know the go there is kind of a little hokey. It is kind of a little force for them to just go from fighting to off there. But yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah, I did link it, though. Uh, and also, before we go, Reggie, I just want to say – and we were – we were debating on whether or not to talk about the Flintstones, and uh, we decided the not Flintstones, to. Jim. We decided not to fully talk about it. Uh, we've been debating it all along that we we have not liked the Hanna Barbera book. So going into this podcast this week, we thought, okay, you know what? We were going to talk about all the number ones, but really, it's not our thing. It's it, we review it. It's that's yeah. fine. Um, I'm going to hang in there. We had science.com. I have actually given Chris. Both Wacky Raceland and Scooby. I'm done. Yeah, I, I'm I, not, I, I wouldn't it's guarantee It's not my that thing. And again, if you want to the conclusion, yeah, and I'm, I'm going to hang in on Flintstones for the next issue. If but, I start to hate it, I'm going to stop yeah, reviewing it. We, this so isn't as just, important as the other and ones. And we have a bunch of rebirth. We have a, a you know Justice League we talked yeah. about already and stuff like that. A little more important to what we do. Well, I'll just uh, say but I just that, wanted uh, to mention that, and I was just going to say what you're going to say. This is the best one. Yeah, I think that this the Flintstones is the strongest. If you were a Flintstones fan and like the fact of even like we said with the jokes, it's a living that was poking fun at a social type thing in the you know in a cartoony yeah. way back then. So what uh, what they do here, it, it is a little more you know mature humor. A little bit, like. a little bit updated, but not updated in the general conceit of what it is. Is that Fred Flintstone works in the quarry and, you know, hangs out of the Veterans Hall with Barney. There is some sort of subtext between this war between. Yeah, and I really don't. Like, magnets and Yeah, Haley yeah, yeah. And, and if that Andrew was the whole Paul, thing. I like that aspect. I do like that. I don't like that the Water Buffalo Lodge has become a place where they go and have fucking flashbacks. That's the one thing I did not like in the book, where they were, yeah. they're hanging around, like you said, telling war stories. I like the Water Buffalo Lodge as just a place where he, Wilma is too busy fucking yelling at Fred all the time. He's got to well, go was, somewhere. This wasn't the Water Buffalo. That's what I'm saying. Thing. That's yeah, but, what uh, I didn't yeah, like. Yeah, it's obviously his new. Yeah, I didn't like that. Group. That is his, you know, updated version of the men's group. I, that kind of threw me off a little. I'll be, I, I'll be honest, it wasn't even, it wasn't that great of a book, but it just was the best. It of was the best. What did Hatter you give it on? Things. What did you I give it on? I think I gave it a 7.5. I, I think I would have given it like a 7, 7.5 as well. Yeah. Uh, but we're not going to talk anymore about it. If you, if you Good, like, I didn't read it. So if I you guys know, I'm saying, if anybody here, if they're like, oh, I really enjoyed these Hanna Barbera books, you'll probably enjoy this one, especially yeah. if you, or if you're like, I, I didn't like Wacky Raceland because Jim was right, it was a piece of shit, and that it was completely, there's nothing wacky about that Raceland, <laughs> yeah. and you wanted something <laughs> a little more, Raceland. like, like you said, Reggie, a little more updated version of a classic cartoon. Mm. I think that you should check. Flintstones number one, at least the number one out. 
because I think a lot of people would like it. And really, how this has come down the line from there, I bet you there are a lot of people who have already written this whole Hanna-Barbera thing off because it has not been great. No. And I hope. And also, I'm telling Future's Quest, Future Quest, I didn't even read. Uh, Jody I, loves it. I didn't read the second one. I think one. Jody yeah, might have given an 8.5 on the site. But if you want to go, uh, I'll mention the site, weirdsciencedccomics.com. Uh, you can go and read the reviews, Reggie's review for Flintstones or Joel, uh, Jody's for uh, Future Quest. He loves it. He said to me, I wish that this was twice a month. Like, you can't wow. get the hell out of here. God, they could barely even get out one a month. I know that that's the book that they had problems. They have to have this fucking fill-in issue. But yeah, uh, he wants two a month because he wants more reviews, Eric. Oh yeah, that is right. Uh, but yeah, we're gonna move on from here. All right, Eric, we're gonna we're gonna end it. We're gonna end it with the last book. All right. Boy, I'm tired. So am I. Why are we spending? We're going through the Marvel app. You know, DC <laughs> should God have an it. app, Eric. We were looking at Old Strange. You said that you. I love like the, the 2004 series of yeah, Doctor, yeah, Strange. Doctor Strange. Just called Strange. Just called Strange. And you're like, and I'm like, hey, fuck it. I'm gonna load up the app. I'm looking at covers, telling yeah. about it. I love. I love that app. Did I ever tell you that? You tell us Did all the time, man. The other thing, also, I noticed. I didn't even know this. If you have the app. Uh, when you first start out, they have a reading club where you can go and see, and, like, there's some weird ones. I don't really – I haven't been impressed with all these. Like, right now you have Thor and the Warriors 4 okay. are part of this. Is that where Thor club. teams up with those New York gangs from the Warriors? No, I don't even know what this is. It looks like a kiddie book to me. Warriors. But I would have liked to have, like, you could have a Marvel reading club podcast then and just talk about the books that week of the – that. What do you think of that? That'd be pretty damn cool. So we could it? just do that like a weird science DC book club and people yeah. just talk about it. we don't have to do the podcast? Yeah. Well, actually, I was saying it'd be neat if like DC had a app and then they had like uh, they had their own like spotlight, some old thing. And that's what Reggie and Chris could do because then people would have the app. They could all read it. Oh, yeah, that'd be cool. I, I think that would be neat because sometimes I, I often think like Reggie's talking about or him and Chris talked about. That first appearance of Supergirl. Supergirl. Who the fuck has that right now? Who's going paging through that? Going, oh, yeah, I, I know that part. Like, we talk about some books, and, and not everybody even has these. They can have that action comics. P- please. <laughs> I am tired, Eric. What is the last book that we're doing? Batman Beyond number 14, written by Dan Jurgens, with art by Bernard Chang, Marcel Maialo, and Dave Sharp. For once, we didn't see Tim Drake get his ass kicked in an issue because this is all about flashbacks showing us the time that Matt McGinnis found out that his brother Terry was Batman and when Terry first became under the influence of Spellbinder. Yeah. Maybe because since this flashback with Spellbinder playing, uh-huh. uh, I want to do head games. I couldn't fucking pull it head off. Head games! Thank like you. My that. fucking throat just gave out. Oh, my throat's killing Who me. knows whether it's true or not. All of that and Tim showing Matt McGinnis the Batcave and little Matty eyeball in that old Robin costume. Yes, he is. Head. Oh, God damn it. Head. I'm telling you, I can't, can't do I, it. My throat is fucking killing me. But, go yeah. listen to some foreigner, everybody. Have a double vision. We'll just go down the line. Then <laughs> oh, we'll no, mess they up, didn't. Then we'll mess in Loverboy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, that's not working because that's Loverboy. Maybe you're hot girls in love. <laughs> no way, that's Loverboy. And they don't rock. Or no, that's no, because they are lover boy and they don't rock. Oh yes, they do. Oh yes, they do. I saw them eighty six at Madison Square. And they brought the house down. Uh, lover boy. Oh uh, uh, yes, I love the art in this issue. Eric. What do you? Think I love it as well. We I was actually all the art. No, well, there was two issues ago where we had a new art team, and since I didn't look at the solicits, 
I thought that maybe they were taking over for the last leg of the series. No. But that seemed like Bernard Shang and Marcel Mayada just had off that yep. issue. And you know but what? But ever since that, You've been it's on. gotten better. You know what's really good is when um, Tim and Matt are out recreating the scene of Meatballs. <laughs> When uh, freaking Chris Makepeace and Bill Murray are running. But that really is one of the few times that Marcel Maialo could do some really cool color work. Yeah. And it's only a couple times. And you know, I they're gonna go. They got to get back because Spaz, Spaz is back there at the yes. camp. They got to get back there. And oh, Morty, Spaz. Morty's wondering why he woke up in the middle of the lake. Oh, he has Lord. no idea. He hits the thing and falls in the water. Everybody go watch the meatballs. Yes. But yeah, uh, that scene's great, though. Did I tell you I, I really watched Meatballs don't. 4 the other night? Yeah, yeah. yeah at the end, I, it's pretty funny. Like, uh, Corey Feldman's in mind. it. Corey Feldman gets the girl at the end, right? And they're making out. He's like, go away. The movie's over. You know, and he's making out. And then all yeah. of a sudden, he goes like, some movie star. And he look, he, she walks away like, what? I was in Goonies. Funniest part of the goddamn movie. Oh, really? Movie. Does yeah. she walk away and he's on like a crate? Like an apple crate or he's something? He's a little guy. Yeah, he is a little guy. Does he have his Michael Jackson jacket on? No. But he no. does the Michael Jackson routine in the movie. Really? Yeah. And they just changed the ones. I don't remember what song it was, but they just changed it enough that they wouldn't have to pay Michael Jackson yeah. for it. It's like instead of Thriller, it's called like, a, I don't know, Scarer. I'm trying to remember what <laughs> would have come out, would have been the big hit at that point. Instead uh, of Billie Jean, it's like Tommy Lee. No, no, it was oh. all instrumental. Oh, really? But they just changed the beat Black of Black and white. I think it might have been black and white. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. I think it might have been. That'd be funny. Or remember the time. Yeah, I know. No. <laughs> man in the mirror. I'm looking at the, at the man. Yeah, you don't want that. That's a good song. It is good, but that wouldn't be like, no, is it a montage not. when they play that no, song? No, no, it's, he it's just a big dancing? dance. No, it's a big dance that everybody shows up for, and he just, you know, gets up, he's a cool counselor, he's like, yeah, and there's this little Michael Jackson routine, and everybody oh, claps, really, and then yeah. all of a sudden Did they have realize, a line where you dance down the line, like on Soul Train? No, they did hey, not have I, that. Have you ever been involved in anything of the sort? Absolutely not. No, I don't think anybody has unless you're on Soul Train. It's funny, though. When you watch this dancing in the movie, you realize there's only six people at this camp. <laughs> really? It's like, <laughs> this is a really bad dance. Six people in the camp and only three showed up at the dance. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah. a lot what it was like. Back and then to they started, Then they started showing people going home early because like, the other camp was sabotaging this camp. Really? And so people started going home was early. Was it still like, Camp Mohawk? No, it was a different mm. one. This was a ski camp. Was it camp. Mohawk, uh, I think? Oh, um, yeah, you said it was like a water skiing, right? It was a water ski camp. What the fuck is a water ski camp? And then they, you have, you spend two weeks there. The first week is just training everybody. So the final week is when they play, like, uh, play against the other ski camp. Yeah. Uh, play. Uh, hey, you want to play skiing? Like I water skiing? That's what they I have know, judges there. That's To me, that's bullshit because the judges can be paid off that's by true. Camp Mohawk. And one and then, guy is a classic freaking like nerd from that time era. Really? Like the uh, kind of nerd you'd see in Saved by the Bell. Nice. Nice. All right, Batman Beyond. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. There's not a lot of go- there's has not been a lot going on in the series lately. No. But even with that continuing here, this issue is still enjoyable, even though it's kind of flashbacks. Yeah, it is. But it, it's something we get where some background on the characters. Yeah. And the, you know. Mark's people, called out the continuity, but I, I'm I'm going with whatever. As long as while I'm reading it, I'm like, yeah, I like this. I like this a lot better than fucking Food Riots and fucking Neil Gotham, and I do. I like I'll that say, a lot These characters better. should be important, but we've rarely seen them. We have Matt McGinnis, who, yeah, he went and found the Justice League, but we haven't had a lot in 14 issues of him besides no, that. No, no. And then we find out about Terry McGinnis, who's, you know, we wire. We want to know about that. Yep. Yeah, and we get it. Um 
I don't know. There, there really isn't a lot to say. I, I well, do like sorry. it. We find out that uh, that Matt was. I, I they showed the whole thing of how Matt found out that his brother was. Yeah, the, he was watching. Bad, this was like street, a clip like, show. Yes, because it was. Because it's all involved. They're running back, and then he's like, "Oh well, I knew. You know, oh, it must have been cool that Batman was your brother. Oh, it, it wasn't right away. And when I found out, it was a little too late. Then he disappeared. But we do see that, and we see that. Yeah, he uh, he was a peeper. He was watching the fight. Between, he was on a bridge. Shriek uh, took the opportunity Shriek, yep. to fuck up Batman by taking out the, the people on the bridge, and his brother got hurt in the process. Yep. And then he went and got him, took him back to uh, Bruce, which and then they ended up in the hospital. That was my biggest problem, though, is they're in the hospital, and Terry's there. And when Matt wakes up, he tells him right away that he's Batman, but it's this long, drawn-out freaking conversation. I swear that Terry was rehearsing the whole yeah. time. And it's funny and it because felt forced as hell. even that, it's like... Uh, Matt's like, I remember what happened. That Shriek guy and Batman, we were stupid. We shouldn't know. You, It wasn't your fault. It was Batman's fault. And then he keeps interrupting. You would say that, Terry. You weren't even there. And he's just like, like you said, he starts, he's looking out the window, of yeah. course. He's giving the you gotta story. you got to be dramatic with it. Oh, yeah, he's looking out. Um, I liked it enough. I know that what Mark was saying, it doesn't go in with what happened. Um Maybe this is even better. It's just very clear cut. And it yes, happens. Very. I just what I thought he was going to do if he was going to say this would have been like, listen, Matt, um, I'm Batman. The reason I'm telling you this is because anytime there's somebody, you know, I'm a superhero. I do this. I have a suit. I can do it. people around you. You have to be safe. And with me being Batman, that means you're going to have to try a little harder, even something like that, or even say like, I don't know why. Bruce wouldn't have accepted him. It like he could live in the mansion or right. in the back cave or whatever to keep him out of the way because this has shown that well, his even mom is they, still alive. And, yeah, get her the fuck. I don't there know what too. happened to her though after Brother Eye. If yeah. like her, she's dead know. now. I'm just saying it seemed weird to like really spell it out like it was my fault. I'm bet, but no, get him somewhere that can be safe. And it would have been nice for him to have been in the back cave in the in the manor. That family type of shit going that, on. Yeah. Terry really disappeared right after that. And so well, that's that, when that old Brother led, I invaded yeah, brother immediately invaded, right after that. And that would have led maybe he was gonna do to something like that, but we yeah. get that where this issue that's Tim going and, and showing Matt the Batcave. And he goes in. That's okay. a really cool scene. It's very short and as soon it was as they very get in, short. It's like, wow, are those all the Batmobiles? Yeah. And then they start talking about rewire and then Matt's just eyeball in the Robin suit, and that's it. Yep, he's looking at the Robin suit, and even Barbara's like, you think this is a good idea? No, I think it's a good idea. It's a great idea. What are you talking about? The world's over. I like it, too. Um, Then you go and find out a little more about Terry. Oh, we moved to Terry. That's what's what's great about this issue. We've said this a lot throughout this podcast, where a lot of these books are dealing with fan service. Yeah. And this is what we need. We need this Batman Beyond title to be more like the classic Batman Beyond that people are happy with, and they love it. And we're yeah. finally getting that with the, but it's a flashback issue. It's a little low key, well, but and again, but it's here's, still fun. You're getting they, the characters you want to see. This book, they have finally figured out that if they were going to continue, which they are in Rebirth, that people don't want Tim Drake as nope. Batman Beyond, and they, and they want Terry, and they want Batman Beyond, yeah. and this is leading to it. Or I don't know, as this issue, if now Terry ends up dead again or i don't know something and it ends up being tim and i it's even still it's got that tone still we're still going but it's going to be terry 
But if it wasn't, I wouldn't be that bad. I wouldn't be upset oh, about God. it. We, we have this whole drab world, and in these, like, you know, that first flashback we have, we get to see classic, like, Neo-Gotham. Oh, Everything's yeah. Shway this oh, and have God. a fun they, streak they, they really, fighting. If you're going to push anything, that's Shway, boy. <laughs> it's like everything. He does, It's like when people yelled at us about the podcast, like, oh, you you curse because you don't have a vocabulary. The Shway is like, man, this is Shway, Shway, Shway. I think really, yeah, we yeah. get it, we get it, but yeah, that's fan service. Total fan service. Yeah, uh, it's, it's it's great though because we don't have anything to really look forward to in the series except for Terry being back finally. Yeah, yeah, and you have him, and you see where Spellbinder is completely fucked with him. And that's the, that's the problem I have because we don't have a lot going on in this issue. Already. We find out when Matt discovers Terry's identity, and we have this flashback to Terry McGinnis when you know he like uh you know I guess came back when he was. As rewire, I don't even know how you could put it. When he first met Spellbinder, I guess, and was put yeah. under the influence. But since it is Spellbinder, you don't know that this is what happened. It seems like it's all a fabrication. Yeah. So we have this fucking flashback to something that, in my mind, doesn't matter because it's not real. Yeah. Well, yeah. At, well, at some point, he got the shit kicked out of him. And Spellbinder used his ability to trick him and basically has brainwashed him this whole time about Batman. And yeah. he's working every angle because he's also himself other places. He's anybody it seems that Terry deals with nowadays is all either it's all been made up in his mind or it's spellbinder there just fucking with him the whole time, yeah. including the bat you know, the the battery in his chest, all that crazy shit. Yeah, I don't even know if that's real or if he just thinks no, the he's battery, it there. I think that's something that uh, extends the control over him. I Maybe. really do think that that's a device a that call. spellbinder is, has put. You're gonna that die, in. so you need to keep recharging and this i do like yeah and i think that that's he thinks that and eventually we're going to get to a point where he can't get that better anyway and he thinks he's going to die and then he's going to open up his eyes and go what the fuck what's going on i was told oh my this. god yeah, i'm a big dummy. i'm an idiot and i do really like the part where the this lady is telling him this you know oh you know this is how you were and i found you there and all this and hey take my word davis you know batman's bad and her face is all fucking morphing yeah, shifting because then you then you're like oh yeah you you knew before yeah. but again i think that that showed that it's not just like an implanted memory he is spellbinder is like playing a long con he's like we said we always mention american dad but that's like another persona of rogers yeah. there the old lady in the apartment that saved him and keeps it oh batman batman has to die he he was so bad to you i saved you i did this it's so much it, it reminds me of anything really it's like winter soldier Right. You know, he Terry is the winter soldier right now, has been told all this stuff. And you do this. You have to do that. He Batman's bad. And, yeah, he thinks that's true. He doesn't remember, obviously, being thing. And if anything, that device keeps him from remembering somehow, remembering the old days of right. being because something would jog his memory. And it doesn't. And I think that's one of the things that that it's, does. It's awesome. And it's really stressed that this lady spell by like, oh, and I found you. I gave you that because that's the only thing that will keep you alive because my husband. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. You know, her husband had this. And then what? She a fucking doctor? That the fucking old lady. She put that there? Fuck that. But yeah, uh, my biggest problem with this is this part though, because he, she like Spellbinder says, "Oh, you're Davis Dusk." All this stuff. But yeah. previous, we heard in the email, even somebody else had a problem, where we just found out in the previous issue that Davis Dusk died and Terry's his successor. Uh, but here's the thing, though, I think that that's, I, I don't know, I, I, 
now obviously the only thing that would be the problem is the other people thinking that right because terry being told that it's just spellbinder fucking with him to make him know what it yeah but he told terry? terry in the last issue What's that? He told Terry. He well, told Terry that like, Batman. Yeah, you know what? You know what Batman did to your predecessor. Now it's tough yeah, to, you I, to take I'm him out. You, I just think that he's been filling him with all these crazy ass ideas, and I don't even know if it's one of those that that's a mantle that they think that everybody who's rewire has to be called that. I don't remember him ever. He never would have called him Terry, right? I don't I, know. I, it's I'm weird. You, I, don't I wouldn't go back. But that whammy goes. That'd be a really weird thing to do to try to jog his memory. I just think that throughout this whole thing. He's being fucking ripped this way and that. And maybe it's one of those where in this thing, when he's getting controlled, he thinks, I don't know. I'm trying to come up it with was something. Just, it was just a weird line to have in the previous yeah. issue to change it completely here. Yeah. If they would have gone with, okay, Davis, we're doing this now in the last issue, I would have been fine. How about if they would have said, okay, Dusk Jr.? But I that, so that's that's what I, I know that that's an issue. But I, I really don't have that much of a problem with that. I I would actually I would have rather him say like convince Terry that he is Davis Dusk or Davis Dusk's dad uh, or Junior. Like I said, maybe right, right. he thinks that's what he is. Maybe he's the son. They're going with that whole thing because of what happened, how Terry was before, and this leads into you know like a Batman type thing again, where oh Batman killed your parents and that, who knows. I don't know. Uh, but but we'll, that was we'll my biggest problem. But my, the All thing you have I to like, put is Junior. The thing I like the best about this is that we actually get a definitive answer in this issue that Terry did, in fact, go back in time. Yeah, yeah. Up until this point, we had no idea that this version in the timeline, Terry, went back in time to try to stop Brother Eye because yeah. that was the other ver- timeline version. Here he just kind of disappeared. We had no idea. Yeah, he just disappeared but, in a but, pretty much similar thing to how Tim disappeared in his timeline. All of a sudden he disappeared. Exactly. But here happened. we find that he went back in time. And uh, but it does it doesn't all add up to me because if he went back in time, what's he doing back? I in the know. Present? And back here and or his what present. happened or here's the thing though, he went back in time. Where is this part where Re- uh, Rebirth um, Spellbinder? "Quote unquote," found him. Maybe it's when he fucking you know. That's zapped what back I think. And... Maybe he zapped back, and it was like he cracked, you know, something like that. Because it doesn't make sense that Batman fought him. That we know that, right? Yeah. Uh, but she, Spellbinder, as a she, is really spelling. Oh, I found you in this rubble, and I, and again, that's what's weird about Spellbinder that throws me off. Uh, Spellbinder can say anything. Spellbinder yeah. can say you fucking cracked the moon and then shit your pants, and that's where I found you. He'll make you believe that. But it's they're really stressing. And yes, I think that he came back and somehow, you know, out of the sky, whatever. I want to know she, more about and, that. Yes, though. and because, maybe we'll get that. We still have a couple issues. The timeline is so fractured at this point because the other, the old Terry went back and died, and Tim ended up erasing that future by what he did, and then going to the new future. Where that Terry might go back and killing me. I know. (laughs) Fucking time travel. Now, you do think that the thing that's going to change everything is when Matt shows up. When he sees Matt, you would think that that's going to fucking, you know, like a winter soldier. Yeah, Yeah, I think that's what's going to happen. He's going to see Matt. It's going to fucking throw him for a little. There'll be Spellbinder telling him, you know, all this crazy shit. And that's where I think he gets separated. Somehow I'm this thing. I'm starting to think too, that he or, might show up as Robin and then reveal himself to his brother. Well, that'd be cool too because that'd be a, you know a, it'd be going a, back and you're the deal. whole. Yeah. I like that. And um, but that was the other thing I kind of like this where he told 
met how he became Batman, and now he's being told how he is. Re- There's even yeah. that hero that I liked. I like this issue. Uh, it's not stupendous. No, no, it's a very serviceable but, issue, and it's very quick. Yes, I mean you go through this, and it's very quick, but. It is, and what everybody says, even people on Twitter to us, messages, email, everybody's, hey, you know what? It's getting me to where I want it to be. Exactly. And it is. It's these steps, and if anything, so far, we'll see how it leads into Rebirth, but the way it seems to be timing out, it looks like it might perfectly fit in. Not one of these where you finish two issues ahead and you have to have some fucking annual-like issue right, right. or this bullshit and all this stuff. Uh, or this last issue with 800 things thrown in. It's really – me and you could probably, if we sat down, come up with a concept of one or two more issues that could end up – like you said, all it has to do is him see Matt. Oh, my God, whatever. Now, I don't know what they're doing with Tim. Tim gets back. What? How are they going to do that? I don't hey, know. Hey, Tim, we can send you back to your time. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. And and then you get in that whole thing where I don't even want to – like you were and talking Future's about – Future's End has no and, purpose. And you were talking about any sort of time travel because then Tim goes back. It changes the whole thing about Terry trying to – Oh, yeah. It changes everything thing. at that point. And, yeah, then we get back to – And that's the thing. Maybe they Gotham. send Tim back and he actually does stop Brother Eye. So I that think that's thing never happens. So and we get then back you to have normal the standard future. It has to be. It yeah. has to be that. It's gonna be weird for two. But wishes here's where I wish, though, where it was now. Like yeah, now, too. Tim and Terry have figured it out. They're together, and this issue is them planning what they have to do, and Tim going off, and then them wondering, like, I don't know what's gonna happen. You end up with a crazy cliffhanger that looks like shit's gone totally wrong, and then you have the one Bad issue. Batman Beyond Rebirth. Yeah, and then you have the one. Yeah, then you go into Rebirth where all of a sudden he gets out of the shower. He's fucking Bobby he's Ewing. Patrick yeah. Duffy. He's yeah, Patrick Bobby Ewing. Duffing, Bobby Ewing. He's like, hey, what's going on there, Victoria Principal? And you're good. <laughs> but I, I think that's how it's going to end. It has oh, to, right? And it's funny, too, because you would think that some people are like, oh, but then that doesn't go in. It doesn't matter the timeline because this isn't what's going on. You know what I mean? It's still yeah. the future. It's just an awful future. 35 uh, years in the future. Yeah, so I, I hope that it just ends that way. We have new – and really, it starts just off – Just this Matt whole just thing comes out. out of the kitchen and goes, shway, and then you're all excited. <laughs> and there's yeah. Terry and his mom sitting at the kitchen table. Yeah, really. And then everything's good, and then you can go on, and then you're going to fight Shriek and all these others. And yeah, you're, you're going to have your classic – what you and, want. Yeah, Yeah, everybody wants that. And then they'll think back. I remember that shit-ass book where they had fucking riots and – Fucking goddamn! All these people showing up. There was some crazy fucking. Remember that you know, Batman Beyond book that was inspired by like. Future's End? No. Uh, oh yeah, me either. It's such a shame that that Future's End even happened and it tied into this because we would have had a, a Batman Beyond book that probably everybody would love. Yeah. And I can't say that now that I can't say Dan Jurgens is. But once Dan Jurgens has gotten to the point now, I know Mark is still upset about it. But at least. Once it started to gain its footing in this type of story we're getting now, I like it a lot more. I like his writing a lot more. I like his dialogue. I like how he's setting it up. Yes, he may have forgotten how it started. But again, it might have been one of those that they said, listen, we got to get to point C here. I know that point A at the beginning, that was bullshit. Let's fucking just write the ship (laughs) right before. Honestly, I think point B was the most bullshit. Yeah, well, I'm saying maybe they're like – if you kind of go against what you said in issue five, we're not that worried as long as you get to rebirth with Terry there, Matt, 
We're not worried. Nobody's reading anyway. Nobody's going to care. They're going to jump on then, and we're not going to have editor C, issue five. Now, we're we're done with that, but what did you give it? I gave this a seven out of ten because I really love the art. I have a seven out of ten as well. It was the most Batman Beyond issue we've yeah. had so far, and it seems like. 7 out of 10 to me is not bad for this book. No. Oh. And I did really like the art. Um, it really flew by. I thought that the whole speech of I'm Batman was a little hokey. Yes. And like you said, it did seem like it. Not The way it was written, yeah, you could think of Terry sitting there practicing, but that's the problem because it was so wooden dialogue yeah. of just like, boom. I'm going to tell him there was no interaction. Like Exactly. He yeah, just kept going yeah, no matter listen, what Matt said. I was Batman. You know, I'm Batman now. No, you're not. No, no. And then you're going to, you know, he never really yeah. adjusted or said. And I, I didn't think that the scene had any emotion at all either. No. It was just like, I have to tell you what's going on now. Let's go from here. His brother almost died. Not, be, not just because of him, but be, kind of because of him. Yeah. You know, but. That is it, Eric. What is your pick of the week? I have a tie. Fuck, I didn't even think about My that. My tie is Bloodlines and Green Arrow. I, I know would say your, Bloodlines yeah, probably. I, I don't remember sco- what I gave them. I now. think your score would say Bloodlines. Yeah. Yeah, I'm giving them a tie. Oh, uh, you um, know what? I don't know because I took some score the, the thing off because of the because stadium. Because of the stadium and the, uh, the homecoming? I would say that... Uh, my, t- my tie is between Batman and Green Lanterns. Green Lanterns. All right. Yeah, I I liked uh, Bloodlines a lot, but it's I the problem. Like, I don't remember what I gave everything I now. Know. I know we do this all different ways <laughs> and stuff. It's a pain in the ass. Ah, here's next week, Eric. Next week is a good week. Good. Today, I like good weeks. today was a good day. Uh, today was a good day. I think that this is pro- this should be the best week ever. All right, best cool. Week ever because we have Action Comics nine fifty nine. Uh, now, this well, will be its third issue. So, I know. I uh, want to see what's going on with yeah, this. This is where I think we're going to talk about while we talk about these things on the podcast where we're going to say, like, if we would have dropped the book by now, we're getting near that point of, yeah. like, hey, would you still buy this if, if you were going? And we'd have to say yes or no. But uh, we also have Detective Comics 936. And I'll tell I'm you. Here's Zero S going, too. I'll tell you. Um, I really like having those two together. Me too. Isn't it weird? Because I thought at one point we even said that they might mix them up, like the way we were thinking in our well, head. We got Superman and Batman on the same week, yeah. and we have Action and, Comics and Detective I remember week. I thought they were going to have Action Comics and Batman, Detective Comics, and Superman, like alternate that way. Right. to get. I like how this is, because once I see I get in that mode. When I hit Action Comics, they're like right together. I yeah. love it. Uh, we also have Earth 2 Society number 14. Motherfucker. Earth 2 Society I like the last issue, so. I have high hopes for it. We get Hal Jordan and the Green Lantern Corps Rebirth number one. I can't wait to see what the hell that's like. I can't either. Reggie will be reviewing that. In fact, he already has <laughs> I'm Eric. looking to see what the hell he gave that. I already like- know. I know what he gave it, but he'll be reviewing that. That will not be up until Wednesday, but I know what he gave it. Uh, the next one. Kong Keenan debuts. Let me tell you, that freaking Last Days of Superman issue eh, didn't seem like a debut. Now, huh? Final days. Oh, I always say Last Days. Hey, who knows? Freaking G- Justice League. What was it? Super League. Super League. New Superman. Keenan Ivory Wayans. New Superman number one. That starts off. I have read it in full. Paid in nice. full, Eric. Paid in full. Nightwing Rebirth 
number one. Look at this. We're getting a lot of rebirth numbers. Sure are. And uh, just to say, new Superman number one, if you are not jiving well with things or you, you're confused, there is no rebirth for that. That is the uh, really the first issue. There won't be a rebirth for the new Superman. So don't think you don't need to it. rebirth that. No, no. And it's, it is funny. I never even took that as the thing until I looked at that. I'm like, yeah, what would you be rebirthing? <laughs> but yeah, if, if in fact you heard that and you're like, man, I didn't get rebirth of that yet, you, you won't. And Eric just laughed at you and made you feel bad. Sure did. We then Bunch get, of suckers. Yeah, we then get The Flash number two. God damn, this better pick up. I hope so. I want to like it. I want to love it. I love The Flash. I want it inside me. At one point. Not I the wanted, way it is right now. I wanted to start a podcast called Bat Flash. Nobody will listen to that. Bat Flash. I forget you, Dead Man's Party, you told that kid way back. Yeah, Dead Man's Party. I've not seen any sort of podcast pop up with either of those names. I think he failed. The guy, kid's name was Eric as well. Sure was. Yeah. Yes. 12 years old. What are you doing listening to this podcast? 12 years old was listening and wanted advice from us way back. Crazy. Way back. That was pre-Evine Live. Sure was. Really, a, a lot of people jumping on the podcast. We were on TV once, <laughs> uh, if you ha- weren't listening way back, and it was E-Vine, V-I-N-E, Live. And if you look up E-Vine Live Don't Weird Science, I believe you will be able to find it. You will hear me, but you will see Eric Shea on TV talking about what was it uh batman, batman superman, superman number one, one of the new 52 and yeah and then go back and listen to the podcast and hear all the crazy shit that they threw us into <laughs> that we were not ready they made me talk they fucking made it seem like i oh, was so not good. gonna talk at all and then they pulled threw me on the spot i fucking like a champ eric i didn't know what i was talking <laughs> I remember when i was a kid uh, comic books oh, were for phony. nerds oh it's so bad i'm like Boy, and and the thing was, me and you both hated that Jim uh, fucking what's his name? Not Jim Lee art, Jay Lee. Jay Lee. It was Jay Lee's art, and this was a thing for a variant Jay Lee cover. And I'm like, I wish that I had that cover. I'm like, that cover's a piece of <laughs> Sell shit. Sell out. But the other thing is, yeah. we had so many plans of things we were going to try to do, and they threw us for a loop by we thinking that it was going to be one day, and it was the day before. Uh, it, legitimately, the the ten minutes before I was on that goddamn thing talking, I said goodbye to my dad while he was dying. <laughs> ran home to be on Evine Live. And you're telling me the whole time. I don't think I'm gonna be able yeah. to do like you, son of a bitch. You can't fucking I do didn't this. I think me. I would be because my dad was dead. He was dying, and yeah. I said. Yeah, my mom, he knows you're here. No, he doesn't. <laughs> I'm like, I got shit to do. I'm a TV star. That's right. See you, dad. Peace out. I'm a Shway. voice actor. Like, listen here, because I went off and I was I was only voiceover. Eric was on Skype, <laughs> had a fucking stretched out motherfucking face in this headband. And the worst part is, too, I had just, I had grown a beard for the last eight months. And before this, I had to trim it up and shave it. It was yeah. the worst goddamn possible oh, yeah. option I could pick oh. for myself. That was so much fun. That's so long ago. What I think it was like issue or episode fourteen or something that we I talked don't even about know it. Anymore. It is called Evine Live. 
And yeah, we had a lot of trouble. Reggie, that was before we were friends with Reggie. He would just send him mail and he ripped me apart because he's like, God forbid they want to talk to you. <laughs> I freaking faked it so bad. Also, there was a delay. I was looking across the room at the TV at you at laughing. <laughs> and you're there blinking and shit because, because you, I you couldn't thought tell it if froze. I was delayed, so I kept blinking. And you and thought so... it froze. I was so good. You had that fucking fucking prison pussy beard going. Ah. Oh, good good times there. You had the fat man beard. I did have the fat man you beard. You did have the fat man beard. Oh, so good. I'm up after we're done here. I'm gonna go watch that. <laughs> the lady who didn't want to talk to us just butchers the fuck. The only oh, thing that God. we got out of that was gonna, they were gonna mention the podcast on the website. She fuck one thing. Fucked she up the whole guy fucking butchers the whole thing. It was so much nonsense. We had so many things. We it were is fun do. to laugh at, though, now. Yeah, but you were, we were going to have it that, like, the minute that they turned on the camera on you, you'd be a hamburger or something. <laughs> we were going to do so many things. And then the problem was, it was legitimately for a guy who owns a business that, uh, yeah. whatever it was. Was it Evine? That no, was the he channel, had dynamic right? forces. Yeah, dynamic forces They that sell, like, uh, comic books and memorabilia and stuff like that. Uh, and yeah, eventually we're like, you know what? This is this guy's living. We can't guy. be an asshole to him. And yeah, and then at the end they're like, yeah, we'll call you again here. That that line went dead. <laughs> they saw our fucking faces, even though I thought we did oh, okay. That's him. Yeah, that's what they said. And then we see the Destroyed what was me. the lady's name? Do you remember? Kristen, I want to say. Was it Kristen? They're like, hey, know. Kristen, do you want to talk to the guys? No. Oh, thanks, Kristen. Thanks a lot for that, Kristen. You fucking bitch. Ah, uh, yes. You can go see Kristen. She's like, oh, I'm a new comic book collector. Yeah, I thought, I, I, thought I was phony. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm just trying to help this guy. You're just fucking straight up lying. Whew. Flash number two, Mark. <laughs> How about that Princess Leia cover, huh, Jim? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I just, I didn't know what was going on. I And it was like, it was late. What was it, like one in the morning? It was one thirty in the morning, something yeah. like that. Yeah, one thirty in the morning. Really, too, if they, they only went on, I think what they did was just look up, like, DC Comics, whatever, and we must have popped up right away. Yeah. Or they called, like, seven people and they didn't want to do it. But if they would have listened a second to the podcast, they'd be like, we, we don't want we to have, have those guys podcast, online. Then. Uh, I thought we did. Did we? Yeah, because I then we was... talked about it that next week. Oh, you're right. I'm fucking yeah. idiot. Yeah, we had the podcast, yeah, yeah. and that was the thing that um, – even in the podcast, before then, the week before, we kind of made fun of it. And the, but sure if did. they would have listened to the podcast, I do not think they would have put us on TV. We, that, at that point, especially. First and off, if we, we would have had terrible. our pictures on the site, they yeah. would not have put us yeah, on TV. Really. Is that him? Oh, God. You were so upset. You always think of yourself as a pretty little girl. And that's the thing, because I had that big-ass beard. I'm like, I have to shave this before him. Yeah, and in fact, at one point, that was at a point where both of us were growing beards, but yeah. I had shaven already. And that was where, in certain podcasts, you were fucking doing the Lou Albano with the oh, yeah, fucking beard fun. and the, the things you were doing, the twisty mustache, yeah. like you were Dick Dastardly, <laughs> which leads to the next book that's coming out, Wacky Raceland number two. That's a segue, Eric. Segue. Uh, yeah, wacky yeah, racing. Wacky Raceland number two. We will not be mentioning on the podcast, and I will not be touching that book. There I'm will sure be, it'll a be review. mentioned, but we're not going to yeah. be talking about there, it. There, it's going to be reviewed on the site. Chris is going to do it. Uh, he's going to do that, and Scooby because everybody went there. Oh, you got to get somebody else doing it. You're biased. Yeah, we'll see. Huh? We'll see. 
I'll make sure because Chris will go to post that motherfucker. I'll change that score. It'll be the whole thing. He's like, you know what? Jim really hated Wacky Raceland, but boy, it's fun and exciting. One out of ten. Three out of ten. One out of five out of ten. Yeah, fuck you. And the last one for next week, Wonder Woman number two. And that's the, uh, is it year one? Is that I, what well, I think it's year one. Yeah, year, I always want to call it the zero year, but it's year Goddamn one story, man. and I will be I'll be reviewing that. That's the one that I do. But also on the site this week, we will have uh, Marvel Mondays. Sure will. That's going to continue. I, I just told Brandon. I just week messaged three. him. Yeah, week three. We're going to do that. I think we're going to have every Marvel book reviewed this week. Be crazy. I think that's what we're really overall. If I look at the list now, I think there's only like one book that isn't claimed, and it's like. Hyperion that's being canceled. So it's not. Nobody cares about Hyperion. No. Listen to you, like an old fucking salt. Look an it. old Marvel salt. Nobody. <laughs> Hyperion. <laughs> I speak for all Hyperion fans. Nobody gives oh, a Hyperion. shit. Hyperion. Oh, oh. Yes. Oh, uh, my no. Have, I also want to say we also, because we had the Just for the Hell of It Mondays, which originally was the Monday where we could review anything and it was yeah. like one of those where we we have other company things that we were dealing with we're actually kind of putting that all on the weekends except so for it, monday wednesday and thursday mostly yeah. the weekends now no it's just the weekends okay now. it's just so the weekends right. monday is marvel but tuesday wednesday thursday friday is dc boom weekends will still have some dc but it's also if things pop up you just throw it out there you sit on my lap eric we'll talk about the first thing that pops up oh hey i don't wanna I didn't mention in the news there is a weird news thing at San Diego Comic-Con, uh, comic, Comicsology. Right. They have released the All-Stars of Comics trading cards, and the, it's all these <laughs> – Are they creators? Yes. Get the and fuck it, out oh, of here. Oh, it's so funny. It is so funny, and there's like Matt Fraction. I But the joke was – I and I – there was this news story was so convoluted about it, but there it made me laugh. I'm like, really, you pretentious pricks, you're gonna have these cards, but it was funny. And when I saw Amanda Connor was one of them, so I sent Jimmy Palmiotti. That reminded me of doing my Jimmy Palmiotti there. Hey, hey, I sent him a note. Hey, tell Amanda I'll give her three Matt fractions and a, a Marguerite Benet for one of her Amanda cards. <laughs> and he laughed. He said they are pretty goofy. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's people will get it. It's one of those. It's more of a handout. It's a novelty. Yeah, and they had a bunch of these things. I didn't put in the news like the big one of the big things. The CW TV shows have card keys at the Comic Con. Card keys for what? For the hotels nearby. Really? Like one of the hotels, or maybe their card keys are all going to be based. Like you'll get a flash card key for your room. Or you'll get, you know, you might Better get, not get a goddamn get a Supergirl. Supergirl. You get, you know, you take that, you take it into the bathroom, boom, bada bing, bada boom, and then you leave again. But I have the internet. Oh. Maybe they don't. I don't need maybe, to jerk maybe off to you, a card key. Maybe you don't have your laptop with you. Get the or fuck out your, of here. Or your tablet. You went there and something happened where Completely you, unprepared. you lost your luggage. And now you got that. There you go. You're set. Set for life there. Do you think that those will be on sale on eBay? And if they are, what do you think would be the uh, the going price? Hundred dollars. You think that high? Fifty. Uh, yeah. Damn, damn it! Yeah, I want to yeah. go there. That might pay for the. Well, it won't pay for the hotel there. San Diego. That's some fancy shit. That's like Monterey. I don't know. You know where you expect to get a hotel room anymore? Yeah, it's like Monterey. I thought about this six months ago. It's fucking weird science. I just dropped the fucking name. The next thing I am in the penthouse, baby. Oh yeah, is that how it works? Yeah. Isn't so that? I say, listen, I was on Evine Live. 
<laughs> like, yeah, is that you? I'm like, no, that was Eric. Fucking eye patch. That was God, the I should have wore the eye patch. I wanted you to wear the eye patch. And again, we thought, we were thrown on the spot, though. Yeah. Because we were idiots. <laughs> because they said it's going to be at 12 o'clock on a Wednesday. We didn't think that on Tuesday when it hits midnight, it's now Wednesday. So when they, we were going to be at 1230 or whatever Wednesday, we thought that was the next night. We're fucking you know, Thursday morons. Thursday morning. We're fucking morons. Yeah, and we're dumb as like, shit. And luckily, because remember, they talked to us on Tuesday and said, okay, everything's clear. Five o'clock good. that day. See you tonight. Yeah. And we were like, whoa. And I and got I, up and I'm like, tonight? <laughs> we had no idea. Oh. So funny, and even then, we're we're there, and if you listen, to this is old hat or whatever. But we get on the the phone, and it's just I wish that they had that recording because people would really see how much I don't like talking to people. Oh yeah, that you were talking, You're talking about Arrow, I think, whatever Flash. You guys are talking. You, you and this other guy, this producer, are talking. I may have said three words. Yeah. And I think I fucked something up. I think they said something, and I'm like, oh, yeah, something. And I made a joke, and the guy didn't laugh. Whatever. And I'm like, okay. And then they're like, okay, <laughs> uh, we hope to get the technical things down. I really thought that there was their first hint of saying, you know what, Jim? We can't quite get your audio right. You cannot call. But you yeah. were hoping so bad. Yeah. Oh, I was. But yeah, I, I said nothing. Then we start. The whole thing that they set up was you were going to talk. Oh, I talked to all this, this stuff. You're going to do stuff. this, all this. They changed it up. They sure threw did. us out there and like, so, Jim. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm, I'm first. I, nobody said this to me. So, Jim, why do you like these comics? Oh, yeah. You know what? When I was a kid, uh, I don't know what I was saying. Oh, uh, good times. I wish I was drunk. That seems like three years ago to me. Yeah, it does. We're almost at, uh, well, we're not almost at episode 100, but we're going to do some crazy things. But December actually, 3rd. Uh, actually, recording episodes, we're getting very close to 90 because of the, just for the hell of it, the spotlight, all that. So, And anyway, I, I did that one day. I, I figured out the timing, and if we would have had an hour and a half podcast, we oh, would yeah. have been up at like 280 right now. Nonsense, but yeah. Also, remember episode 100 should come out December 4th. Yeah, it should around there, and we'll do something special. Will we? Periscope. I wanted to have a live episode where a 24 hour, 24 hour live episode, and I'm saying like, well, and I'm saying that at parts of those you'll just hear us sleeping. (laughs) It's just live. The mic's on, but yeah. uh, Also, remember that. If you go on to get this episode and you got that, just make sure you look. Uh, Reggie and Chris's Weird Comics History Podcast will be up as well. Ignore it, and then you'll make me happy. <laughs> Actually, listen to it and then write in. And Reggie, um, they want to get mail. So if you have mail, eventually he wants to set it up that they'll have their own email because I, if you mail in anything positive, I won't give it to him. And no, I will, but it, I'm telling you, my mail is just, it's crazy. I, and now I'm getting people like, why don't you advertise this triple headed dildo? Everything is awful. All these people, we always want to sell out. Oh, yeah, I get constantly. these offers. Yeah, this, this quadruple headed dildo is the life of the party. I'm like, I don't it, know what party you're talking about. We're bad people. We're not that bad people. Yeah, I, I just, even like we said, the guy. I keep my fetishes on the down one guy wanted to have that goddamn crossover and then he listens to the podcast and goes i don't think your audience is is in tune with what we were wanting to talk about what are you saying about our audience yeah and i thought how the hell do you know about our audience i mean if anything you you might have listened to the mail but the mail we're awful 
Yeah. Don't don't yell at the audience. You know, just because. And I think it was just because anybody would listen to those pieces of shit must be assholes. Hey, we give a thorough podcast. I heard. Damn right. Thorough. Oh, That's it. Oh God, I am tired. I'm so gonna go I. eat some soup. I am soup. Uh, gonna go to bed. You know what I had for dinner tonight? What? The Krispy Kreme donut bacon cheeseburger. How was it? It was fucking horrible. It sounds pretty horrible. The last time we had it was really good. Everybody wanted to get it again. And so we got it. I made it up, made it on the grill, had it. I took one bite. I'm like, that fucking nonsense. I threw that fucking the <laughs> donut away and just ate the fucking thing. I was like on the Atkins diet all of a sudden with a burger and fucking uh, bacon. And I had the worst gas and I didn't feel good. And then I was sitting there and I was, I was getting ready for the podcast. I had really bad gas. And then you... You heard that thunder. That yeah. one point was so – I almost shit my pants. And I was like, holy crap. And I, I actually started upstairs. getting worried because right before the podcast, a gigantic storm came yeah. out of nowhere. Yeah. Luckily, it passed right away. Yeah, I thought that uh, we were going to lose power. So did I. Uh, or it was just going to be like we were in the middle of fucking Baghdad. Because <laughs> that one was fucking loud. And yeah. then I'm like, holy shit, I don't think I rolled up my windows in the car. Kids, here, go check. Pouring <laughs> down. And then I did the old thing when they came in. Logan wanted to take a shower. You can't take a shower. It's lightning out there, buddy. My mom always used to yell at me about that. Can't use the phone. It's lightning yeah, out there. Yeah, that was the phone. About? Dad, we have cell phones now. Don't get away from the windows. I can strike him through the windows. Yep, don't get near there. And also, do those dishes. <laughs> you got to do those dishes or you don't get them. you hit by lightning. It's funny. My, my son was going. He has his room upstairs in the attic now. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, he doesn't want to sleep up there, he claims, because he thinks that somebody's going to break in and go up and kill him. And I said, but, but if you sleep on the first floor, they're going to get you quicker. <laughs> but that just reminds he tried to use that thunder. Oh, now, with this thunder, what are you talking about? It's gone. It's yeah. done. Oh, don't give me that nonsense. You get, hit him? Get the hell up there. No, I just yelled at him. I, uh, he says to me today, we, we went and played basketball. Of course, I won. We were playing around the world three-pointers. Right. And I think there's eight shots that you end up. I won. Neither him or Rafe. It's Logan, the youngest. Logan or Rafe, not one shot. I fucking drained him. I was doing the Larry Bird. Merry fucking Christmas. Boom. <laughs> I was doing crazy shit. I, I don't care anymore. But uh, we're walking home. And we keep the kids in their place. We were talking about names and stuff. And my kids are really, because I'm a third. I'm James right. Alvin Warner III. And, um, and there you go, Manship's friends. You can look me up. Uh, I, they, they're very into calling one of their kids like everyone wants to call the get the fourth but i said you know there may be like in one generation like seven of them now the james werner the third (laughs) now fourth fifth but logan says to me no what i'm gonna do is i'm or he says if i name my kid after rafe is he the junior then i said yeah i'll have the same name so he goes oh well what i'll do is i'm gonna name my first kid uh rafe werner jr and then the second one rafe werner the second and I'm like, you are a dumb boy, aren't you? <laughs> you fucking, you are not smart. And he got so mad. He was mad. And then there's fucking uh, Rafe, his first kid, Michael, his second kid, Pykel. And then starts laughing. Hey, call him Pykel. But yeah, uh, that was the big news of the day. Fucking Rick and Morty. I can't wait. Can't wait can't either. Can't wait. And, uh, 
go and look up the thing. It gives you a little uh, rundown of what uh, some of the, you know, synopsis of. Oh, I already looked things. at it. It looks good, doesn't it? Sure does. Yeah, I can't wait. But, yeah, that's it. That's it. Uh, what other stories can I tell about beating my kids up? Um, I think we pretty much covered it. Beating them things. I did go to Walmart. Didn't really see anybody. Oh, no. I know. This one guy was yelling at us uh, the other day because we were in the self-checkout. Have you gone to the Walmart now that they have the self-checkout? I've gone, and I, I hate self-checkouts. Oh, I love it. And them. I had to do it. the I did it the one time just because I wanted to get did out of there. Did it ask you how many bags you had? Uh, it's sort of young, maybe, uh, well, about that's bags. What and then, it says how many bags, and then you hit it, and then it errors. Yeah. And it's, it's like so that, that, that's not a, a reasonable amount. I'm like, yeah. what are you talking about? Yeah, reasonable. I actually, and I accidentally know, scanned the same fucking can uh, twice, and then I had to wait for somebody to come yeah, over. I had to like, wait God for somebody damn today. It. You know why I had to wait? We're scanning, and then we get done. It says it gives you like almost like a morality test at the end, and says, "Is that everything of you? You know, almost like testing you. Like, is that everything? Or is there anything left to scan? Oh. And I'm ready. I'm going. Boom! It says attendant needed. Oh, I'm fuck. like, what? What, is she going to come over and count everything? Like, she's going to see that I stole that watermelon, Eric? <laughs> and then she comes over and, like, this old lady, she's like, oh, I'm scanning. But uh, a couple days ago we went, and I think we got, like, soda or something. Yeah. And this guy, I didn't even realize, this guy was pretty much yelling at us. And I wasn't even paying attention to him. It made me laugh so much when we left because I went through the whole thing without knowing that he was yelling at us. Because I think what happened was... We were scanning it and just putting it down. I did, we didn't need a bag. Right. But he was yelling that we needed to use a bag. I didn't even, he was right next to us. I didn't hear what he was saying. I just kept going, fucking paid and left. And then Rafe's like, man, that guy was really mad. I'm what? He's like, yeah. And of course, Rafe, the, yeah, Seth was really mad. Like, Rafe, that's he all he everybody. does. He always knows all the people there. But yeah. See, I did have a couple stories. But yeah, I fucking it was weird. hate the self-checkout, It was weird. That, I just don't like the, the one guy has told me that that bag thing is an error. They, they are trying to get rid of that because it doesn't work. When it says, how many bags do you have? And you hit two. Rave always thinks they're going to charge us because it looks like that's what it it's does set up seem to like do. That. But then and I thought errors, that's what was going to happen. And it and says error or something, and then you have to hit. It's so ridiculous. Well, people always talk about the convenience of it. I don't mind talking to a clerk. I actually prefer them loading my bags really? up and doing all this stuff because I get to these self-checkouts. I can't see it. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Well, I I have the problem. Just I am the worst, like, dis decision maker of what goes with what right. like i'm putting shit like when there are people oh you want your bleach separate i have bleach fucking raw meat open and uh fucking you know a fucking apple oh i don't care if, if the bleach container can't hold the bleach what the fuck it, it's supposed to right right plus if it gets on the meat it cleans it bleach that, cleans i don't think that's things. how it works but it doesn't yeah. that's not how it works no i thought it does i, I can't I, see jim i don't care <laughs> Any way that I could get away from talking to people, but yet then this fucking error thing goes, and they have the little red light going. Yeah. And it looks like now you got to talk to people. I'm at Kmart with the fucking red light special all of a sudden. Well, yeah, the lady and this lady light. is there today, and she's like, she's looking around like she's looking to see if every and kept not looking at ours. Finally, I have to like, <laughs> I'm giving her the wave, and then she came over. I'm like, I don't know. It's saying you have to come over and check my fucking cart. The worst is when I happen to me. The girl was right next to me. Yeah. She was helping somebody else who had some issues, so, and it took forever. It's funny, too. When it first went in, I saw this one guy, and he's like, oh, fucking happy. He's all smiles. I'm like, you realize, I wanted to say to him, you realize this is the way they're going to fucking get rid of all of you. For, eventually, nobody will work here. It'll be all that. But I did notice one thing today. Since then, they have the greeter back. 
you know the person welcome yeah, yeah, the Walmart. Yeah. Well, they haven't had that in a long time. I haven't time. seen a greeter in like yep. seven years. T- today, a, a lady. I, it was always an old guy who looked like he was in fucking World War One, fucking one leg. Hey, welcome. And usually fucking miserable. <laughs> but no, it was this lady, and she actually was had a cart. She was like, if you came in without a cart and needed one, I guess she would give you this. But okay. she was kind of leaning on it, looked fucking miserable. <laughs> Just. And then thanks for coming to Walmart. I get out of here. Well, you're talking to me. I don't want to talk. I just want to get the fuck out. I don't even like like I go out and I stop to check out the red box and then people fucking get near me. I want to get. Oh, that's the worst. Actually, I think the worst is when they actually allow Verizon people to be in there who want to talk to you as you're walking. Yeah, there's that. The Verizon. There's also um, the guy who was there for a while selling portraits. The le- uh, yeah, the, but the last guy. time I saw Verizon, because I actually had Verizon knock on my door today. Yeah, and it has, it's been a they, long time. They are the bane of my existence. Oh, I told and you, I, they, they're begging. I, I told you a story, but I'll tell you in a second after you tell yours. But no, last time I saw at Walmart, I actually started pretending I was retarded just so yeah. they wouldn't talk to me. So you acted the same. Actually, you punched me in the face and then drug me across the room. And then, like, boy, the, the gym just can't catch a break. Oh. Yeah. And then said, Who, Who's your boy? Or is that your boy? And then Jess, because Jess was acting normal, they stopped her and she talked to them for nice. 10 goddamn yeah. minutes. No, you just ignore them. Me in the toy section. There baby. is a lot of times before, <laughs> me, me, and the toys. <laughs> there is a lot of. Uh, mama. A lot of. <laughs> your AC Slater. <laughs> me, me, and the toys, mama. Uh, a lot of times you go into Walmart and there's that, I don't even know what it's called. It's like a youth center halfway house and they have these people out there. You, have you seen them? They're outside collecting money. Oh yeah. And yeah. it's for like, Oh, I, I never know what the hell they're doing. I, I, I always assume they're there for pro, like fucking probation things. Like they have to do their community service and I get angry. I, I don't, put my blinders up. I do well, not look I do at too. them. And I feel like a dick, but I walk right by and the one guy's like, Oh Jesus Christ. You shut your mouth. I was so well, mad you at say him. Anything to me. Yeah, really. I'm not the one who had the problem there, buddy. You did. Because then they, they tried to give you the spiel like, this really worked for me. Yeah, it worked great. You yeah. Fucking low life. There's a guy there now that the guy does the carts. I think he died three weeks ago. He's this fucking weird ass guy with this long hair and this like fucking walrus like mustache. And Rafe went and wanted to get a cart, was so scared of this guy. And then the guy went like, okay. And Ray fucking, oh, he was out. Zombie, oh, my God. He looked like a zombie. He had a fucking cricked up back. Oh, my God. He was scary. I Walmart. He was, I, I understand Jessica's problems. I don't think, I'm just thinking of all the different people. Like, the guy who was trying to get ports, I just walk right by these people. You got to walk by. But what I was saying about Verizon, uh, we have Comcast now. And sure. uh, Verizon has started to target us now. They come to the door. And fucking Tony, she's just like fucking Jess. She'll talk to these people for hours. Yeah. And uh, the guys came and they're like, hey, you know, uh, you know, we have this, we have faster. They give you the whole spiel. And Tanya has to eventually say, listen, it's almost like Verizon is an old girlfriend. <laughs> we kind of parted on bad terms, meaning we may owe Verizon <laughs> a lot of money. I, I guess they wrote it off by now. There was this crazy. It wasn't even. I forget why. I think it was like for a, a couple boxes and things like that. It wasn't like we didn't pay our bill for months. Right. It was just when we stopped, they claimed that we had to pay all this fucking exit fee and stuff like this. Right. Well, usually what these people are doing now are they're coming to your door and you'll say, oh, you know what, I had issues. Oh, no, no, that's part of the deal. We wipe it clean. 
So they were like, okay. And uh, so Tanya's telling me the story that she's talking to these people. They're giving her that. Oh, don't worry. It's like, oh, well, what's your phone number? What was it? We'll put in your address and your name, whatever. I think we don't even remember, remember the phone number from them. But right. they they type in. They have this little fucking laptop thing, pad. I don't know. A she tablet. told me a tablet. Ba-ba-boom, Tanya Werner. Ba-ba-ba. Oh, <laughs> Okay, Mrs. Werner. Well, uh, thank you for your time. And left because, yeah, I think we owed them like $2,000. They're like, we're not writing. <laughs> I don't know. They might as well, though. At least they'll get something. I, yeah. She did a lot of – like she would change shit when she shouldn't have and, you know, I don't know. She does the craziest well, stuff. Well, I tell you, whenever my doorbell rings or somebody knocks on I immediately get terrified. Yeah. And oh. I get up and I look out and I see that it's somebody I don't know. I'm like, oh, fuck, it's Verizon. But I open the door. I'm like, hey, hello. And I'm like uh, – Hey, uh, I'm here with Verizon. I want to know if, like, you know, what's like, what? You, I'm not interested. Oh, yeah. why? Do you have Comcast? Yeah, I have Comcast. I'm happy with it. Oh, you like paying all the extra money? Look, I don't want to switch. Yeah, I'm happy with what I have. Yeah, I, Please leave. And it's yes, yeah, so you're you're giving me a lot of nonsense. I said Tanya is so bad that she's like, remember the lady in that movie Door to Door with uh, William H Macy that was always yeah. by. That's her, the worst. I told you mean my the young, Lifetime movie Door yes, to Door. Yes, that was a great movie. <laughs> That's uh, good. I was telling my youngest son the one day about it where the one time I came home from work. Yeah, I come home from work. I'm fucking tired. I don't Mm -hmm. need this garbage. And I walk in, and there's this fucking guy in the house, and he's got a spray bottle. And she's telling you, oh. And she's like, look at this. And the guy's like, oh, hello, sir. I'm not shaking your fucking hand. But he's like, oh, look, this is a biodegradable cleaner. And he sprays it on his hand. And he's licking it off his fucking hand. I said, get the fuck. I don't think I said get the fuck out. I'm like, please leave. We, we're not interested. Oh, well, your wife already bought. I'm like, what the fuck did you buy the shit for? She bought like six fucking bottles Jesus of this thing. She, well, he said because we have pets and the babies because this was a while back yeah, when yeah, the kids yeah. were little. I'm like, do you get the idea that this is fucking like sugar water? This is not cleaning shit. He's <laughs> eating it off his fucking hand. Oh, my God. I was so fucking angry. And that was the whole spiel. Oh, look. He was licking his hand. Get the fuck out of here, you fucking loser. You, uh, fucking. you know what? I think the turning point for me with the Verizon, though, even though they would come to my door like every two weeks was the yeah. last time that I, I yelled at them to put me on the no, like, like do yeah. not come the here no list. no knock list. Do not disturb list is that I answered the door, and it's two guys, and I have my headband on. Oh, did you just get back from karate practice? like, you motherfuckers. Yeah, really. You yeah, come to my door, you, you insult me? Get the you fuck out You should have said, here. in fact, yes, roundhouse, right to the face. Oh, Crane kick. roadhouse. <laughs> fucking roadhouse. <laughs> no ticket. That'd be great. He's like, what the fuck? He's there with a fucking boot. What the fuck are these guys coming to my door fucking and fucking face. insult me, though, yeah. and they want me to fucking buy something? He's like, I, you know, uh, oh, God, Ton- I'll get it. Like, Hey there, short stuff. Yeah, you fucking asshole. I'll kill you. Hey there, pizza face. Hey there, yeah, that would have been back in the day. I had the worst acne, and it really affected me for my life. Now I realize, because I see some, it, it, it wasn't as bad as I, it was bad. But I realize now that most people are so concerned with their goddamn self that they don't see other people fully of what you see. You know, because there I am. I think everybody's looking at me. Yeah, here to. I am, the fucking bell of the ball here in school. Nobody cared. I used to think, 
it was always like that whole thing. It was like a spring training kind of thing, like you say in baseball. Like, everybody's got a chance again. Every first day of school, I thought to myself, boy, I'm going to wow everyone. I oh, got yeah. my fucking Star Wars fucking iron-on shirt. I got these gray corduroys. I got my kids. Yeah. I'm heading in. And I'd go, and nobody would fucking pay attention to me. And, I, and then again, well, it's everybody a weird had thing. Idea. It's where I, I didn't want attention, but I wanted attention. I wanted to be the guy who – I want to be a star that complains about getting attention. You, you know, and that's – but I don't get shit. I remember my buddy Tommy when he moved to Illinois. He's like, all right, I got a fresh start here. Yeah. I Like new school, new me. I can be whatever I – first day of school, he walks in and trips right in front really? of everybody. And, well, this year's a wash. Yeah. It would be funny. He trips. Then they see that laughing. he's got toilet paper hanging out the back of his pants. <laughs> he pisses himself and then becomes the fucking most popular kid. They're like, you know what? That guy breaks all the rules. That took some balls that right guy there. Is a we fucking, respect you. Yes, yes. We were, yeah, it doesn't happen that way. Oh, he's the class clown, of course. Yeah. He's the class shit your pants and pee yourself. You ever pee yourself in school? We talked about that, right? No. You, 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 you told me that one time that in front of the class you peed yourself. No. You told me that. Oh, no. What you told I had me some was, flashback. No, you, well, yeah, you, no, you told me that time that you had to get up and do a problem and your dick came out of your pants. You, that was you, right? No, but I had some erections sometimes. <laughs> very nervous about that. Really? I don't think there was a time in, in a six-year span that I didn't have an erection. I was the worst. I, I really was. I, I would have an erection for just to have an erection. Oh, yeah, There was definitely. no need for the it. The bus ride to school was the worst. Really? Because it was bouncing around? Yeah, I'd be rock hard by the time I got off the bus. Really? You're not like uh, fucking Williams in uh, Heaven Can Help Heaven Can or Heaven Help Us, where he was always jerking off the. No, I was not a chronic. I wasn't Evil Ed. <laughs> you weren't a chronic masturbator. No, I'm a chronic masturbator. You were a chronic oh. masturbator, but you had your time frame that you did it. Probably. Yeah, you don't do it at school or church. Did you ever in school sit there and think like, okay, I'm going to look at her for a while because that's going to be my my woman tonight? Did you think that? No. Didn't I didn't either. I, I I did one time the the greatest thing that ever happened to me in high school. Yeah. Well, not the obviously not the greatest, but freshman year, I'm sitting next to one of the hottest girls in in our class, right, yeah. in math class, and I look over, she's getting something from underneath her de- her chair. Her freaking top is wide. Do- I can see completely really? down. I'm like, this is the greatest thing ever. Yeah. Can't top this. Might as well slip my wrist tonight. Top that. <laughs> yeah, I, I I had a a bunch of times where I'd hear girls talking like I really think Jim's cute. I'm like, oh, and they met another Jim. No, no. And that kid was in the special classes. It was <laughs> him. He fucking wore a helmet. Now there was a I don't know all the girls that went in my school and like the girls I thought were real cute. All of them were dating guys that were like ten years older. And I'm swear there was this one guy that used to hang out with a couple of my friends. Matthew McConaughey. It was like that. This guy legitimately was 25 and was dating a 15 year old at one point, and uh, nobody thought anything. Back when that was okay. I guess it was. It it seemed to be. I told you the one kid and uh, one of my friends fucking ran around the school with a fucking starter pistol shooting it and yelling he was going to kill everyone. He didn't even get detention. No, it was a a fucking laugh ride. It was a senior prank, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it was. But again, he was a big wrestler in school, and it was during wrestling season, so you can't you can't suspend him. <laughs> you know how it goes. The frickin' Pennsylvania is big in wrestling. You know that. I do. Yes, you do. Ah, uh, yes, but yeah, yeah, we were. That's gonna, it. We were gonna stop, and we just kept going, Eric. We cannot stop. I'm tired. It's like fucking Miley Cyrus. We can't. I, stop I don't understand that reference. We can't stop. 
Next thing you know, we're going to whip a nene. I know whip that one. And nene. I'm trying to think. My kids said something about some. Like, I really like this song, and I'm telling you, I realize I'm old now because it's like, it sounds like they're talking some other fucking language. This guy that they're saying, this rapper. I like Shink Chong Ping. And then some song. I don't know. Uh, that's what they told me. I don't Good. listen to them. I don't know what music. You're out of these, touch, old man. I don't know what these music things. No, we all like Rick and Morty. We all like American Dad. We have a lot of things that we like together, but music is not one of them. I go in the car and fucking Guns N' Roses come on, and I'm like, oh, man, yeah, who's the... They don't care. They're like, this is terrible. And then they turn on this music, and I'm like, this is just a bunch of noise. And I'm like, boy, I sound like my dad. Except I didn't say, this is a bunch of noise. I hate you. Let's See, go I, to the I buffet. skipped that. I hate you. I'm No, he would go to the buffet. He would tell me about the buffet. He wouldn't take me to the buffet. <laughs> I hear stories. I'm, you know, it's like, that's why I think I like... That was your Christmas present that, one year. Why, he told you yeah, about the time told he was about the buffet, him. what he ate. I actually think that that's why I enjoy these shows that aren't uh, food shows, but are eating food shows. Right. Because it's almost like the live picture of what my dad used to tell me. <laughs> he would. He'd come back, oh, you should have saw it. They had crab legs over here. They had fried rice, because he was big Chinese buffet is all the big ones. Oh, yeah, and they had this. I had three egg rolls. And then he's telling me, you know what you do. And he said, what, what do you mean I do? I never <laughs> go. I don't have any fucking money. You never take me. What I do, you don't buy the soda. You, you get the broth from the fucking wonton soup. That's what you drink. That's how you save the money. Oh, Jesus Christ. Like, really? That, that fucking dollar ten, And even then, it was probably 75 cents. You, you got to save that? Hey, fucking asshole. Well, refills is where they get you. Yeah, uh, but yeah. I remember there was one time that my buddy Pete and Jay, they went to a seafood restaurant. This is way, way back again, where I think anybody now, it just free refills are a given almost everywhere you go. Every place I go anymore, they're gone. Yeah, well... This is the problem is they went to the seafood restaurant and they were eating. They never spelled out that you have to pay for it. And Pete and Jay both had like 10 drinks. Oh, yeah. And they said the bill was like 100 bucks and it, half of it was soda. <laughs> and, they, and their dad fucking flipped because it didn't say, you know, refills or this or right. whatever. But, yeah, that's it. I like that's free it. refills. I like the free refills. So do I. I drink and a I lot. And I like the buffet. Well, I've been to that uh, Asian buffet, the uh, – Chinese buffet in a while. The last time I went, it smelled like mold, and Good. it was overtaking me. And then I, and then what happened is, while I was sipping my wonton soup as a, as a fucking <laughs> drink, I thought, oh, this smells like mold. No, I, I, uh, the one time there, I think I got water, and it, it, I legitimately think they got it out of the toilet. Oh, no, it you never really get the water, though. The wa yeah. That freaking oh, pipeline is terrible. Yeah, it was terrible. That's why I think he really got the wonton soup, but yeah. That's, we go to the same place. Yeah. So they like my dad. My dad would show up. Actually, they're probably like, oh no, Godzilla! He comes in. <laughs> He's like fucking Mr. Creosol in that meaning of life. He's just going to fucking explode. <laughs> Fat fuck. I love you, Dad. <laughs> Boom. All right, let's end it. Everybody. Everybody. Have a great week. Great week. Keep it weird. Proud. We'll see you in seven. See you in seven. Yeah. Yeah. Please. Oh, there it is.